first event this afternoon will be three-man ladder. State record for that event is 6.00, held by West Sabo. First team running on the line will be the North Belmore Rinky Dinks. Turn my mic on. Here we go. Good morning, everybody. We're live on top of the arch at the North Belmore Invite, the 18th annual. Uh, we're going to get things going right away. North Belmore's already on the line. I got a proper introductions that I'll do in a few minutes, but uh, right now we're just going to give the call off for North Belmore, the host for this tournament. Again, welcome to the 18th annual North Belmore Invitational Drill. North Belmore's got the track. All right, and they're off. Looks like the third man got a little bit of a jump. He's kind of catching that second man as he's coming down the track. Kind of a smooth shot coming to the top. A nice grab at the top. I got on my watch mid-sixes. See if my thumb's broken today or not. Time for North Belmore. 6.72. 6.72. On the line, Rosalind Highlands. Going to be bringing in a minute Chris Murphy. We're just doing a little uh, setups on the uh, TV and the video and everything else. But uh, this is going to be a great drill today. We have perfect weather. Crowd's starting to fill up. We have both counties represented. It's a uh, multi-county point drill, so points today will be earned in the county for Suffolk County and for Nassau County, so we're well represented. All the big dogs are at the play today. Roslyn Highlanders running post-entry today. They're number two on the line, and they have got the track, and we are off and running. Okay, you heard the call up in the background. Roslyn's coming down the track at the moment. Got the third man running with some shades on. First man's up out of the way. Second man as well. Third man at the smooth shot's going to be in the mid-7s. 7 so the first two teams are on and gone. You know, if you take a look at... Time uh, for Roslyn. 7.35, 7.35. Next team on the line, the West is from West Hempstead. If you take a look at the three-man ladder times throughout the year at this drill, 6.37 is the average time in the 17 previous shots that have won at this tournament. Again, an average of 6.37. Uh, a couple 6.1s in there, 6.2. Last year, Ice of Wolves winning it with a 6.19. We'll look forward to that later, but right now, our eyes on the West Hempstead Westerners, who, in the early going of the 2015 season, they haven't really hit their stride yet. I'm hoping that they come out hot here in three-man ladder. Gerard Betcher running his second full year of three-man ladder as a third man. He's been putting up good numbers in practice. Can they bring it here today? It looks like a very nice start by the West Hempstead Westerners. They're off and gone, and there's a crash at the bottom with the first man, and Ralphie Nichols looks like the first man crashed and then caused a log jam at the bottom. Keep your eye on the West Hempstead Westerners, though, as this year progresses. They can run this contest, and they can run it really well for the new third Time for West Hempstead. 9.51, 9.51. On the line now will be the Northland and Hurst Piston Knockers. Piston Knockers won. Next team on the line, Northland and Hurst Piston Knockers. Piston Knockers are one of four teams to have placed in all three tournaments this season. Uh, just coming off a good week at the Hunter Drill. They came in fifth place with ten and a half. They were fifth place in the Selden Invite with eight, and they were fifth place at um, Lind Lindenhurst with ten and a half. So three fifth place finishes for the Northland and Hurst Piston Knockers. Joe Boy Minicozzi running first man today. Kevin Ducky Fowler, the third man. 672 holding first place by the North Belmore Rinky Dinks. And North Lindy has got the track. Dudley Moran getting ready to call him off. That's a clean start by the North London Hurst Pistonacos. Let's see how they come up. Joe Boy up and gone. Second man is in. A little stumble, but he's all right. Ducky right on his tail. 
finishing up strong. Going to be about 6-8. Maybe he'll play with that 6-7 by North Belmont. We'll see. Time for the Piston Knockers. 6.88. 6.88. Next team on the line, the Bucks from Deer Park. On that shot there by North Lindenhurst, it looked like the second man kind of, it wasn't really a stumble, like a slowdown. Maybe he wasn't sure of his first or second step. Kind of caused a little bit of a log jam effect at the bottom. And, you know, Ducky still maintained his mow as best as he could and followed him up to uh, finish the shot at a 6-8. We'll see if it holds up today. Don't know. With both counties represented, you know, this is a great day. We're starting to hit mid-season form. I'm looking forward to some great times to be run here today. You know, it's it's not the Nassau County drill. This is, uh, this is the North Belmore invite. A little change in the schedule this year. And we'll talk a little bit more about that right now. Deer Park's getting ready to come down the track. I thought it was a pretty decent start there by Deer Park. Yeah, it's a smooth shot so far, and there's a stumble between the second and third man, both at the same time. Don't know if there was like a shake in the ladder that knocked them off at the same time. Sometimes that happens when you don't even collide with each other. You just kind of slip at the same spot at the same time. Time for the Bucks. 10.371037. Next team on the line with the Hicks from Hicksville. And here we go, the Hicksville Hicks. This is the first outing for the Hicksville Hicks this season, and I'm kind of excited to uh, see what they can bring to the table. They've been dealing with a couple of injuries this season. I was talking with Dougie Chiz, their third man, yesterday. It seems that, um, you know, their second man kind of been dealing with injuries, or, or as they say in Hicksville, the 75-foot man. Uh, dealing with some injuries, so they got a couple people filling in today. Let's see how they go. They're off and gone. All right, got a smooth shot going. Dougie's following him up top. Oh, and the second man did not touch the top rung. You see that that injury having an impact right away in the Hicksville Hicks. Time for the Hicks, 7.88788. Next team on the line, the Snails from Lindenhurst. The second man, Richie Smith, probably out for the season, and that's a problem for Hicksville this year. Richie, one of the mustache twins, you might remember him for the 2013 State Trail. He runs second man. He is your BNC Ho's nozzle man, top coupling and efficiency, top of the ladder and buckets, and he might be out for the season. That's a big loss for the Hicksville Hicks. Let's see how they cope with that uh, as the season progresses. But right now, ladies and gentlemen, on the Line. One of the Cinderella stories in the early going of the 2015 season, the Lindenhurst Snails. Lindenhurst, hot off of a Joe Hunter tournament where they came in third place with 19 points. They were in the running to win the whole thing. In a nice battle with Islip and Central Islip last year. This is a this is an event that they can run and um, see how Lindenhurst fares today. That's a nice start. They're off and gone. First man is up and out of the way. Second man is up and out of the way too. This is a good shot here going. The third man kind of didn't follow him up as much as he could have. Kind of lost some steam at the top, but I still have a first place time on my watch. Time for the snails. 6.60. 6.60. The first two men were up and gone. And I'm sorry I don't know their names yet, but I'm going to learn them real soon because that is a team to keep your eye on this year. Just waiting for the announcement for the next team. Copeg, yes. Next team on the line, the Yellowbirds from Copeg. As I was saying with that shot from Lindenhurst there, it looked like the third man kind of, he got in great, kind of lost his mo to the middle to the top, and that maybe cost him two-tenths of a second right there. So that's the difference between your 6'6 six, six and your 6'4. So the Copeg Yellowbirds on the line. Now Copeg Yellowbirds had their first appearance on the Fab 14 this week. Ooh, 
We are on and gone. This third man here is motoring off the line. Ronnie's up and gone out of the way. This is a nice shot here by the Copac Yellowbirds that they have going. I don't know. Listen, I gave him the ladder climb button there. I got a heavy number on my watch. I got like 6-3, 6-2. I don't know. I can't really get the start. Let's Time for the Yellowbirds. 6.37. That's a good yeah, number 37. right there. And we're going to bring in Chris Murphy from the Centralized Apobos, the busiest man in racing. Chris, thanks. See, you've been doing 8 million things over here with the TV, the Next video. Line, the Selden Slowpoke. How's it going, bro? I'm good, man. I, uh, this is my first time uh, on the headset in a, in a long while. A just, heard years. A, just heard a 6.37 for the Copac Yellowbirds. That's an incredible man. shot. And, and they walked away like it was business only. Like, <laughs> no <laughs> high fives. Like... You know, I, they should be jumping each other's arms. A great uh, shot. Thinking, yeah. That's a you know a number they haven't put up since Philly's been running third man. They got to be happy with that. Selden Slowpoke's coming down the line now. Looks like a real slow jog there by the third man. I guess they're just trying to complete the shot here, get a number. But um, back to that Kopech shot, man. Yeah. That came out of nowhere. Yeah. I wasn't I, expecting that. I had 22 on my watch, and you know I always give the ladder climber button. Just what I do. Time for the slowpokes. <laughs> 9.51, 9.51. And and I think uh, I think three man is contagious, right? Yeah, I know what you if, mean. If uh, if if it's fifties, they're gonna run fifties. If it's thirties, the wolves. If it's thirties, then this team on the line right now is gonna go get it. So let's see what this squad right here, three guys, can put up because they could put it up as low as it can go. No doubt about it. Ice of Wolves last year are running a 619 at this tournament. Of course, last year's tournament was held the week before the state. This one's early July. I don't know if that'll have a difference or not. We'll see how it goes out. <clears throat> All three men coming towards the ladder. First man's up and gone. Second man up and gone. Josh right on top He's of him. Oh, ah, right before he went for the grab, guys. That's a slip right before the grab. It's a tough miss by Islip. He was motoring. That would have been heavy. Time for the Wolves, 7.55, 7.55. Next team on the line, the East Islip Guzzlers. No, nobody uh, is climbing a faster ladder from Mount to Grab than Josh Kaysen right now. Yep. And nobody is mounting faster than Josh Kaysen no. right now. So he just has to get it together, and he'll be destroying everybody What's at this the, point. Yeah, well, that, was, that was, he was one step away from... Something silly. Something silly. Something I know, silly. You know, he's it was got an incredible a, climb. He's got a 6.15 under his belt. This is his best time ever. 4.13 in the individual ladder last year. He's tied the state record. So, I, what a couple slips lately. Yeah. So, you know, I've yeah. got to make some corrections or just, you know, see if they can get in a rhythm here. But finally, you know, we just mentioned before, Hicksville making their first outing. He's sliced up on the line. Their first outing of the season. See how these guys are doing. Dealing with injuries, but... See what they could do here today. Coming down. That's Wolf Pat Dunn as your third man. Pat Dunn, nice shot. Nice smooth climb. That's what Pat Dunn does. I got six four six five on my watch again. I'm giving him the ladder climber button. Maybe time for the guzzlers. Six point eight zero. Six eight zero. A little generous, baby. Five uh, yeah. lines. The Rockville Center Woodlanders. Five ninety. That's why your shirt isn't white. Thank goodness. Yeah, right. Uh, this is actually uh, East Islip has kind of nibbled at a couple of drills. They're right at Lindenhurst for a couple okay. of contests, but uh, this is the first time. Uh, all year that they'll be out for all eight. Okay. Well, what was the actual injury? Was it a digger, a thrower? Uh, they, uh, a couple of guys uh, had an injury no, pretty a, early on in the year. Um, yep. So uh, they've been kind of working through that since. You so. know, even with them not really coming out, they're still appearing in that Fab 14 week in and week out just based on reputation alone. And, so. and because if, uh, you know, a couple guys get healthy real quick, uh, they can be just as dangerous as they were. No doubt about it. And hoses, I'm <coughs> sure, they're just going to be business as usual. Woodland is first shot of the season for them, if I remember correctly. Some that young dudes like there, man. Shot. Yeah, yeah, I was sitting down here for that one. I didn't get the uh, watch on it, but that was, uh, like you said, smooth, young dudes. Time for the Woodlanders. 6.97. 6.97. Next team on the line, the Baldwin Tomcats. 
you know, I'm excited for this tournament today. I don't know how you feel, Chris. We've got two counties represented. We're just about to get to that mid-season flow. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. We're, we're headed to that point. We're 35 days away from the 2015 state drill. You guys you have know. been able to get some practice in at temperature, yep, right? You know, exactly. uh, and and I think that shows in the amount of teams we have out today. It, uh, looking at the rundown here, um, we're going to have 26. Yeah. Well, and we had our two post entries as right. well, right? So uh, um, this is uh, a mini state drill, uh, short of a, a couple of northern and westerners. Uh, you know? I hear you. Yeah, no doubt about it. Baldwin Tomcats coming on the track. Why don't you take a play-by-play, Chris? you got a better Sure. Uh, we had a uh, slip by the first man there, unfortunately. He's doing his best to get out of the way. So and, uh, probably going to be a no-time slap at that top rung. I think rung. so, I know yeah. He grabbed it. A-Rock's already wiping him off. Waving him off. Wax on, wax off. Yeah, buddy. No, but, I mean, you know, it's just a, it's a different feel here. You know, this is usually county's week. No time for right. Tomcats. No. no time. Fail to grasp and hold. But some reshuffling of the schedule. Next team on the line, the Turtles from Westbury. Well, uh, you see Suffolk County at this drill today uh, in response to um, a little deal-making that uh, we did with uh, Nassau County, where Nassau came out to Lindenhurst drill. We had a great Lindenhurst drill. Uh, for Nassau County points. Yep, uh, but, uh, correct. And so, and but like you said, yeah. later on in the season here, yeah. uh, that's really when you see more and more teams come out, and I think we're seeing that right now. And uh, uh, this one can be a great drill. Uh, and then hopefully uh, we hit the next four weeks running, you know? I hear you, man. I, I mean, if this drill today is anything like the past couple that have been in North Belmore. I mean, last year you had West Hempstead and Port Washington going at it all day. 22 and a half to 21 and a half, your final score. Yeah. Two years ago, we had the three-way tie at the county between the team that's on the line right now and Roslyn and Hicksville. A little bobble again by the first man, unfortunately. And it looks like the third man puts his leg through the ladder as well. Yeah, not Johnny Ingram running again. That's his name? Uh, yeah, well, his name's not Johnny. No, it's Time for the Turtles. Uh, the 9.24. It's a weird name. 9.24. <laughs> I'm not Johnny Ingram. Let's <laughs> see about the line, the Roadrunners from Port Washington. Oh, uh, man. The, uh, the Roadrunners as well. Uh, looks like... Uh, Who's that third man right there? That would be Kyle Lewis uh, of 507 fame 507 from a year fame, ago at this correct. track. Wait a minute. This shakes everything up. If I'm Port right now, I'm psyched. Well, I, well let's see if he's running motorized, too. But uh, uh, yeah. I think that's his brother, Rob. Uh, Moving up a spot. Running, running second. He was running uh, everything last uh, week. So yeah, let's see. Doing a pretty good job filling in, man. Yeah. That's a big boost for the Port Washington Roadrunners. Yeah, but you're right. Let's see if he's running motorized first. little three-man ladder action. Go ahead, Murphy. All right. We got a... Uh, Nice mount by the first and second man, and a decent climb coming from Kyle. Let's see if that academy uh, workout did us any numbers. All right, 653. That yeah, might be with, my, with the generous thumbs. Of the day. Time for the Roadrunners. 6.89689. Give him a button here. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> hey, what's the matter with you? Yeah, give him a button now. <laughs> right now, actually. Exactly right now. A-Rex just gave me the death luck. He's like, you know who I am? Professionalism at all times. <laughs> couple of slobs coming up to the line here. Yeah, the Hobo. Next team on the line, the Central Islip Hobos. Just uh, something to watch. Willie uh, uh, has a tradition of bribing the officials. He'll walk down the track here and hand out a bag of candy to each guy. Is that something from every tournament? Yeah. I've never noticed yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed Keep that. That it. takes it away. That's yep. hysterical. Central Islip Hobos, the owner of the fastest time of the season with the 6.37. Until today. Tied. That is correct. Nice mount, so up and decent gone. climb. Yeah, Let's see if it comes in. Right there. See what the number is. That's right. That Copac time, time of the year. Time of the year. Time. That, man. See what CI does here. Time for the hobos. Six 
634. There you go, 300th of a second off of the fastest time. Team on the line, the West Sable Flying Dutchman. Man, this, this event is just running, man. We got team after team here, good numbers. 34 by the Hobos, 37 by Copeg. From there we go down to, it looks like a 660 by the Snails. 672, is that still holding by North Belmore? And uh, we have a little bit of a streak up here, too. Uh, Go ahead. Michael Mara, this is West Sable on the line, Was uh, had a little bit of an injury he was working through, but now we see uh, Billy Hoffman, a recent uh, recent recruit from uh, Copeg, running third man. Let's third see what man. they can put up. That's a uh, hell of a second man climb right there. I, I Let's got, see I if, got uh, Mikey at 5.55 on the second one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It great. was like that. I got to give uh, Flying Dutchman 6.50. 6.50. I think they're, they're pretty happy with yeah. that. I mean, that's... Uh, that's maybe a beat better than Michael's been able to run, uh, at least at the start of the year. So uh, if they can get an upgrade with Billy, they'll take it. And uh, I give Ryan Tenney, who was running first man, a little bit of credit there because uh, it's it's a different climb when the second man is next to you as opposed to a little bit behind you. No you know? doubt about it. That's true. Definite adjustment. You said Mike was hurt? He had a little bit of a hamstring injury, I believe, okay. and uh, he's kind of powering through that. I think he feels a little next better. Next team on the line, the Buckeyes from Merrick. You know, that's kind of a thing, you know, it's hit, that's been, uh, you know, plaguing Michael every now and then for the past couple of seasons. You know, he always works through it, he comes back and he's fine, but it's just, I remember a couple of seasons ago we were talking about uh, his hamstrings bothering him. You know, I guess 41, 42 years old, but, I mean, I had him, that's got to be easy mid-fives as a second man. That's a great number. I had the benefit of running with JoJo all those years. Yep. Easy, 5'8", five, 5'7", five, yeah, yeah, week sure. in and week out. But 5'7 I mean, was the business number, yeah. and he just did it in 5'5". Five, five. Right. 5.50 well, seconds. My thumb is a little bit broken today, though, man. So, <laughs> probably a 620. <laughs> yeah. Here's uh, Merrick. A uh, little bit of a bobble down at the bottom of the ladder, but uh, a decent finish. Pretty decent, man. Yeah. Last year's winners of the uh, Billy St. George. Time for the Buckeyes. 6.85, 685. Next team on the line, the New High Park Termites. Of course, that tournament being postponed this year, Billy St. George. But good call with North Bel with uh, Merrick winning that last year. Seems to slip my mind there. Uh, yeah, I, I believe they had a, uh, a death in the St. George family, which forced them to postpone that uh, event. But I think they're going to try to get it in towards the end of the year. Right, good stuff. They're just counting on my scorecard, dude. We got 10 sixes already. Really? Yeah. So it's uh, you know we're approaching, like I said, that mid-season form. Frankie Sonnenberg and the New High Park Termites on the clock right now. Three man is like the economy. Yeah. <laughs> goes up, goes down, goes up, goes down. Termites nice in the back. Go ahead, yeah. Decent little climb, I'd say. Uh, what'd you have? Seven ten, so six eighty. I got six fifty three again. Really? I'm kind of mid sixes. All right. <laughs> All right. Time for the termites. Six point seven four. There you go. Six seventy four. So we know how to dial you in at this point, <laughs> right? Add two yeah. tenths and then uh, call it a day. And no, I'm sure you guys are better than me. I'm not. Don't get me wrong, there, bad. <laughs> oh my God. Here's another team that's been running well this year, the Bayshore Redskins. Again, another one of those teams, one of four teams. Next team on the line, the Bayshore Redskins. They placed top five all three tournaments so far this year. Lindy Selden and Joe Hunter. Uh, been running good numbers in buckets. They've been running decent B-hoes. I, I would say buckets is is their most impressive development. Right. Uh, 221s in, uh, yeah. in, in the last month. Uh, here they come off the line. The traditional Harry Penny call-off by uh, Kyle Coyne. Nice little mount, but he's powering through. I don't know. He was getting in with some steam. I have him at 637, which would probably be a 65. All right. So I'm consistently on today. But yeah, this is uh, time for the Redskins. 6.57, 657. Grab something. Chair. Fat. Want a 
sit down? Yeah, I'm tired. There you go, buddy. Have a seat, man. <laughs> what was that, 657? Hey, uh, Fred, you catch that, 657? 5-7. All right, so, you know, as this contest continues, guys, 634 by the Hobos holding first. That's 637 by Kopech yeah. is second. Next team on the line, the Sable Blue Jays. We got a 650 by West Sable, 657 by Bayshore. You want to play today, you got to beat 660 by the Lindenhurst Nails. Lucky dog right now. Nice three-man ladder day we got here going on. Sable Blue Jays on the line right now. Another team that's been getting better year in and year out, especially in this contest. Go ahead, Murph. We, uh... Oh, wow. He actually came in that ladder real fast, man. He had a lot of mo. Um, Sables uh, merged with Hagerman, so it's hard to sometimes tell where... Time uh, for the Blue Jays. 7.17. Where uh, where their guys are coming from, you know, because uh, yeah. they got a lot of youth coming out of the Hagerman program right now, too. So, uh, and, and the way that guy climbed, I, I kind of got a Hagerman vibe out of him, but I'm okay. not sure. I, I, uh, I got to do my research there. Hagerman always... You know, very good in their junior program. You know, yeah, absolutely. Is year in and year out. You know, the third man running with a hat, hat on forward, though. I don't understand that. You know, that's just something I don't think I would ever do. You know, yeah, uh, maybe it's like a, next like team on the line, the call plays frogs. It's like a blinder, like a uh, for a racehorse. Yeah, you know? Yeah, I guess. Look don't down. think about Look the wrong. Down, man, I'm feeling like you got wind in your head. You know, that's got to be air resistance. <laughs> you know, we play a game a hundredth of a second. You know yeah, amen. I mean? Here's a uh, Carl Place coming off the line. Nice little mount and a nice little climb. Let's see if they can tie it up. He got a little slow at the last three steps there. Uh, wasn't able to finish it out, so that might hurt the number. Time for the Frogs. 7.24. 724. Seen, seen a lot of teams today just get to the top of the ladder, though, Chris. You know, yeah, it's, it's yeah. been pretty good. You know, the first yeah, you said 10 sixes, on. but we yeah. probably have another, another eight bunch of sevens. sevens. Yeah, so you know? not terrible today. You know, it's uh, reminiscent of... Next team on the line, the Farmingville Bandits. We, uh, looking at Farmingville here, too. Another team that, uh, after winning the town of Brookhaven last year, really decided to, uh, really, really get serious. You saw them uh, passionate with a group of guys. Uh, they're out at every tournament with 20 dudes. Uh, and let's see what they can put up yeah. here. That's Justin in the back, but uh, unfortunately we had a stumble by the first man. That slowed uh, things up. The old log jam. I yeah, the old see. log jam. Yep, I used that reference already. That's the uh, Artie oh, Susskind special. Right. Five for the band. It's 8.37, uh, If you're looking for the on the line, the Minutemen from Manhasset Lake, though. If you're looking for the live video feed, uh, we're having some technical difficulties, but we are uh, recording everything in uh, lovely high definition. Uh, so we'll be able to get you. Um, we just access app on the website, no? Yeah, right. yeah, you'll be able to do that uh, a little bit later today. So uh, hopefully we can get it running. But in the meantime, uh, stay tuned to our radio broadcast. Sounds good, man. And yeah, just getting back to that. Well, let's go and have Lakeville first. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm noticing. A lot of young guys running this contest this year. You know, there's not so many old people here filling in in first man, second man. You know, you got some young athletes out there. Well, Joe Boy affects the average. Though, yeah, right. He brings it up a little. Yeah, bit. yeah. You got to take out the oldest and the youngest. Yeah, we need a me we need a mean, <laughs> a median, and a minute, man. Eight point four seven, eight forty seven. Yeah, he throws up the standard deviation. That's no good. <laughs> no good That's gonna do our uh, do it for our three-man uh, contest here. And the first B truck throttles up. 
So that was a good way to start this tournament, man. Like I said, I know we, we kind of were thrown right into this tournament today. We just got on, and the first team is running down the line. But, you know, I'm excited for today, man. We got all the top dogs here coming off the hunter drill, coming off of, uh, you know, a good start to the season and hitting that mid-season form, that stride. I, I look forward to a great tournament today. I, I want to see what Lindenhurst can do. They've been doing a great job, you know, week in and week out, just bringing their shots. Yeah, and, and they uh, keep it going. In, yeah. in addition to that, yeah. uh, today is also... Selection Saturday. That's what I was just gonna bring up. Freddie, I, I want. Like, I wish we had like a like a <laughs> dun, 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 like every time. <laughs> that's Fred like Norris the Price is Right. I don't know what that was. <laughs> and, you know, every time we say Selection Saturday, like uh, Fred, just grab the mic and make a noise like <laughs> you know or something. We'll, we'll have to get like a soundboard. Sounds good to me. I gotta and, invest in one of those. And you know what Selection Saturday is, ladies and gentlemen. We uh, we're doing a little something different this year. We're uh, we're picking the running order for the uh, 2015 New York State Drill today, but we're doing it live on the air. It's happening here. Here live. Here live. So if you've got the uh, the radio on your camps, you're going to want to turn it up. We're going to announce a couple of teams at a time, right? Yeah, maybe know. we'll do like a group of ten yeah. or so like that. But we're going to start that at what we say, the water test is yep. what we're going to do we that? got the, uh, the guys from Selden are going to work with us on that. And uh, so we'll do the big reveal right here. And i got all sorts of stats about teams that have won from certain spots. I love it. i got the, the number that's produced the most winners. I love. Oh. While we go to break, for those of you listening, if you want to send me a text message, I want to know when you raced or if you're still racing now. When did you prefer to run? Where did you prefer? The front of the pack, back of the pack, last, first. Send me a text. 516-376-9993. If you had the choice. It's a terrible idea. If you had the choice, <laughs> wherever you you had your pick of wherever Where you, you wanted to run, you could run in that spot. Where would you want to run Just in the state trail? I, I love it. I want to uh, hear it. Yeah. Uh, you can get us uh, uh, on our uh, group meet if you're in on that, or, or apparently you can just text Twan directly. It's yeah, listen, whatever you want to do, man. If you, yeah. those Winners of the three-man ladder contest. Uh, check in here. Fifth place with a time of 6.60, one point, the Lindner Stales. Fourth place, two points. Are you time of 6.57, the Bayshore Redskins. Third place, three points. With a time of 6.50, the West Sable Flying Dutchman. I'll get it right. In second place with four points, with a time of 6.37, the Copake Yellowbirds. And in first place, five points, with a time of 6.34, the Central Ice of Hobos. So like I said, send me a text. If you had to, if you wanted to pick wherever you wanted to run in the state drill, where would you prefer? A-Rock, would you send me the first text of the day, even though he's right next to me? I know he his said, answer. He said, it doesn't one. matter. Oh. <laughs> Kid. I don't want to hear it doesn't matter. I want to know if you had to pick any position, you let me know where. Give me a reason why, and if I don't have your number, make sure you give me your name as well. Central Isopolbos winning the contest, 634, keeping the average for this drill right where it needs to be. 637 is the average to win since 1998. We're off and running. That was a great contest. 661 point. Yeah. Turning up the heat. Yeah. Mid-season form. Yeah. We, I, three man is back. We're back. Three man is back. Freddie. We got B-Ladder next, live on top of the arch. 2015 North Belmore invite. We'll be back in a few. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing as they celebrate their 42nd year of publishing their honored to be the official publication and online coverage of New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 
The Inn at New Hyde Park, Long Island's premier catering facility is the first choice for weddings, parties, and corporate events. Owned and operated by local families and firefighters, it sets the standard for supreme service, gourmet cuisine, and style. The Inn's restaurant, Fossery 214, takes you on a culinary road trip through Europe with our world-renowned chef and an unmatched international beer menu. To book your next event or to celebrate after a tournament, go to www.innatnewhydepark.com or brasserie214.com. Open table or Facebook or call 516-354-7797. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631 5177 5170 or visit hightechfirenewyork.com. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course those famous Fatty's Wings. The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola. And SDI is the company behind its game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments, including Central Islip, to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Bill Fox Company has been in business for over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. Chick, chick, chick. The company has crafted championship rings and in state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and Yellow Hornets. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name and recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. Coastal Fire System is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams. Coastal is your one-stop shop for all you SCBA and fire equipment needs. Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RIT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hi-X Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves. For more information, check them out at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631-661-7515. Whether you've been a FASNI Credit Union member for years, just become a member, or yet to take advantage of our member-friendly products and services, we have the tools you, your family, and your fire department your need for financial please. success. From lowering the auto loans, car at the north end of the track will now be closed. To your finances, we are there will be an attendant at the gate if you need to get in or out. Visit us at all entrances are requested to be at the middle entrance by the town park. That's what I'm committing. New York State has mandated that you supply your members with bailout rope systems. Coastal Fire System is also the exclusive bailout system distributor for New York State drill teams. The friends at Coastal are equipment dealers for Petzl, Scott, CMC, Colorado Systems that can walk you through the state requirements to ensure the safety of your members. Your bailout system process starts and finishes with the folks at Coastal. A family owned and operated check one, two, business. One, check two, them out three. online at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631-661-7515. The Titan Group is back supporting drill team racing and taking their game to the next level with 20 years experience in the apparel industry and the addition of an in-house design team. We will find exactly what you're looking for.
for. This year, join Team Titan and let us handle all your apparel and equipment needs and be part of all the Team Titan's promotions. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. Owned and operated by members of the Drill Team community, we know what it takes to run your team. Let us handle everything from jerseys to helmets and tape to trophies. We are one-stop shop for all your Drill Team needs. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind or Devin Robinson on the track. You're up. Get on. The Titan Group. Integrated Wireless Technologies is proud to be part of the 2015 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom radio solutions, licensing assistance, and top-notch service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. With over 60 years of experience in the fire and rescue business, Nassau Fire Apparatus is known to be the leader in the industry. They are vehicle and equipment distributors who provide products, parts, maintenance, repairs from coast to coast. People working at Nassau Fire not only sell the products and services, but also work in the industry in EMS and as firefighter volunteers. You won't find a more dedicated and experienced team to align with than Nassau Fire Apparatus. Visit them online at www.nassaufire.com for more information. 2016 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 20th and 21st at the new location, the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. It's bigger and better, with many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product lines and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. And we are back, live on top of the arch. 18th annual North Belmore Invite. That was a great contest to start. Six, uh, excuse Your me, 12 sixes. We'll now be starting the B-Ladder event. The state record in B-Ladder is 4.82, held by West Sayville. First team on the line. The North Belmore Rinky Dinks, your host for this afternoon's tournament. Like I said, 12 sixes and three-man ladder. 660 getting one point. It's hot. It's heating it up. Live on top of the arch with Chris Murphy from the Central Ice of Hobos. Twan Simone, Hempstead Yellow Hornets. Calling a play-by-play live to you today. Selection Saturday. Selection Saturday. We're going to be picking Woo. the running order for the state drill, and we're going to be broadcasting that live at the hose test. The question of the day is if you had the selection of where you wanted to run, where would it be? I've received a couple text messages so far. I'll give them out as this event progresses. But just to set the table a little bit, a couple stats. Track record here, 498, West Sable Flying Dutchman, 01 State at Merrick. Today feels an awful lot like that. Yeah. Got a lot of teams represented. Like you said, the upstate team's not here. Uh, two fours have been run at this track. That one that I just mentioned, and A-Rock, another one, 1993, Merrick Invite. Sick. And uh, That was the first one I think I ever saw live. North Belmore Ring Dicks on the line. Here we go. Yeah, see if my thumb is better. They're off and over. Good spot where they dug, diggers rolled, and the climber lost his second step, the old windmill. Maybe a little bit too much speed getting into that ladder, which caused him to miss at the very bottom, and one of the diggers rolled. Everyone's okay, just a little bit too much speed there. Time for the Ring Dicks, 7.73, 773. I... I don't want to jump in too quick here because I, I know, know he's, he's, he's got to be quicker with that. Yeah, we got to switch that together. Yeah, right.
Next team on the line, the West Hempstead Westerners. Uh, I, I wonder if we're going to see what just happened right there at North Belmore, even though this is their home track. Yeah. Uh, I love love the running number one with the home track, by the way. Big fan of that. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if we're going to see what happened there a couple times, because uh, we've got a lot of drivers out on this course that have never driven here before or have not driven here a lot. They don't know their marks exactly. So we could see a couple of teams miss, especially this course, which is very well known. I would say maybe Main Transit being the other one as courses that stop unquestionably better than any other course. You know, it definitely affects your whole shot. So you're thinking teams coming up short, or maybe they're trying to get out of the break a little earlier than they normally do. So that's giving them more speed, no, that I, type I, of a thing. I would say that, that teams maybe might even overestimate. Like I know gotcha. our team's got a, got an eye on how this how people are stopping right now. You hear the West Hampton Westerners 507 at this tournament last season. Craig is on. Oh, when he fought that ladder, he almost fought it through the bank. That would have been impressive. That's that a tough ladder to climb. That ladder had so much speed, but it hit the arch too quickly, and that caused Craig to stumble in the middle of the ladder on the way up. But he almost fought through that, man. That was close. Time for the Westerners, 8.47, 8.47. Next team on the line, the Piston Rockets from North Lindenhurst. Yeah, and there we go again. It's another team that's ran here a lot. I wonder if their spot, because Kenny don't miss. Kenny, yeah. Kenny Brom don't miss a lot. And yeah. so I wonder if uh, their spot isn't giving them what they would normally anticipate. I don't know. Again, you're right. Very short uh, uh, sample size here, so let's see how things develop. But two teams that race here a lot, missing deep, a little surprising. A little surprising is right, but, you know, good to see Craig Hayes back. His first three steps look great. I know he's had a bum hamstring this couple uh, first couple weeks of the season. Good to see him back out there. You know, maybe it's just a little bit, you know, get the rust out. You know, maybe it's not mid-season for them in ladders yet. Sure, sure. But like you're saying, it is for the driver, and that, you know, is it the track? We don't know. We'll have to see how it progresses. Let's we'll see how we go here. North Lindenhurst on the line next. Kevin Ducky Fowler. A couple five ones to his credit in his short career as climber. They're over to time and light. They're over to yellow. They're in the ground. Ducky's on and gone. He stumbled in the same spot Craig did, but he fought through it. See, that was the difference. I got about a 568. He was able to fight through it a little more. Not as big of a bang as West Hempstead's. Okay. Time for the piston knockers. 5.76. 5.76. So at 5.76, the first five today, a lot of speed in these contest in this contest for the first three teams. But uh, it's been tough to handle, you know, with that ladder coming so quick to that arch. Banging the climbers right off of it, first three shots. It's interesting to see how uh, how the rubber develops on the track here, too, because as teams get going, they keep placing more rubber on the course. Uh, so that could change uh, the placement of the driver as well. And, uh, it, and, and then on top of all that, it's a little bit of your best guess. Next out of line, the Bucks from Deer Park. All right, here we go uh, with the Deer Park Bucks. I'm going to say uh, this is Derek's first time driving at this course, no doubt about it. So uh, uh, let's see if uh, he can guess right. And, uh, you know, as you say, the more teams that go, the more rubber gets put down on the course. It goes back to our question of the day. If you had the choice to run wherever you wanted to in the state drill, what would you prefer? What would you pick? We're choosing the running order later. We're going to give that to you during the hose test. But maybe teams would pick later on because of the lack of rubber on the track. Deer Park. You hear him in the break. They slid, and they're under. The climbers climb on a ladder that is pit. Guys, they got to hold him up, right? That was a little uh, little scary, a little on edge there. The, the ladder didn't even get to 90 degrees. I mean, he's climbing, a, I guess, an 87-degree angle, but not towards <laughs> the arch. Going away from the arch, they were deep in there. Yeah, that was that was very impressive. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the fact that he got to the top, right, right. that was not easy to do. Right. I mean, as a climber, you're expecting it to finally get to that point where it's like a staircase. Did yeah. He, did he 
didn't even get perfectly straight. <laughs> Whew. Hats off to the climber on that one, though. And that's four. No time for Deer Park. Ladder was dug outside the safety zone rule 1302. Next team on the line, the Snails from Lindenhurst. You know, I got a text here, Murphy, with you. We talk about the four club. It's one of my favorite topics to bring up. The four club meaning uh, running in under five seconds in B ladder, right? Uh, that's correct. Okay. You know, we talk about there, there have been 11 climbers to accomplish that feat in the history of this great sport. But Billy Moon's the last one to do it, number 11, and he did that back at the state drill in 2003. We have not had a new wow. person enter the four club since then. I got a text from Billy Moon. He says he thinks this is the year. Yeah. You know, we talk about the climbers that are out there. You got Jay Newhoff, my odds-on favorite to enter that club. You know, Josh Kaysen's an up-and-coming guy. You know, he's got a lot more to prove in that contest. Hasn't put it in the 5-0s yet. Craig Hayes has put it in the 5-0s. You know, Kyle Lewis has put it in the 5-0s. Could this be the year? Good climber on the back with Ryan Kinley, who's been motoring. They just got over the yellow, but Ryan slipped at the bottom. Looks like the ladder's also it's a crooked. Maybe the left side spiker came out of the ground, and that caused the ladder to go crooked. Ryan didn't get in on his second step because of that twist. I'm watching, uh, as they're coming down the track, Joey DeRoyter, he's spiking on the right side, or digging on the right side. Time for the sales, 8.05, 8.05. Next team on the line, the Copig Yellowbird. I I'm watching him uh, come off the line, shaking his head. I wonder if uh, if uh, Tom Weckley got a little uh, drivey, you know. Uh, yeah. Again, this course not only stops great, it also hooks up great. So yeah. your tires uh, and and the way your truck leaves the line might be spinning a little differently. It might drive a little differently. We we'll probably see a little bit more of that uh, with the C truck, uh, but here with the B truck, we still could see it do something that they wouldn't expect either off the line or in the pack. And it's a tough adjustment to make when you're in that middle of the of the brake mo. So, <laughs> so uh, see how drivers adjust. Go ahead. We uh, we got the. Copeg Yellowbirds, uh, Yellowbirds on the line here. They had a very impressive 637 uh, second place shot in three men, so let's see if they can continue to impress. Yeah, that 637 was time of the year and a tie with CI until the Hobos, your own Hobos, ran a 634 about five, six teams later. But Copeg has the uh, track. A couple of uh, stats to throw at you. 516 is the average time to win B ladder at this tournament. Going back to 1998, that was the first ever North Belmore invite. Obviously, we've raced at Merrick much longer than that, but it wasn't actually called North Belmore invite until 1998. 5.16, the average first place. You hear the yellow birds in the background. They're in the ground. Climb is on. He's nice motoring. Lost it a little bit in the oh, middle, and he right slips right at the middle. I saw his mo start to go away right at that 90-degree point. Came past the 90-degree point, and he had just, you know, slipped in the middle. A real good-looking ladder, though, on the yeah. way in, and uh, I'm sitting a little back, so I kind of get a chance to just watch how the ladder develops up the arch. Yeah. You know, uh, steady, straight. They got a yeah. chance to slow it down. He just uh, couldn't get it done, uh, unfortunately. And inch right before that three-man ladder line. Overtime. We also have a correction on the scorecard. West Hempstead will get overtime, and the Lindenhurst Snails will get overtime. Uh, over eight seconds. Oh, it's eight seconds. I'm I, uh, wondering. I'm I like, heard yeah, that okay. uh, 8.4. Yeah, that right. Impressive. Uh, didn't even do it on me. I, yeah. I, I sometimes don't remember that. I always think it's 10 seconds. That's the amount of line. The Selden Slowpokes. But that's that's like a huge impact because there's only two official times right now. North Lindy's 5.76 and North Belmore 7.73. A lot, lot of B ladder left to run, but sure. but yo, let's get some numbers up here, right? Yeah, I, like I said, I, I think the the track is playing games with folks a little bit. I, yeah. I don't know if people really know what to expect. Uh, again, here's Selden on the line who has not run a lot at this course and uh, is kind of winging it a little bit. Selden, the host of the uh, state tournament now coming up this year. Now, how does that work with the running order? Are they picking?
coming in? Like, who has to be present while we pick the uh, uh, numbers? The, the area rep, uh, along with the hosts. So I think it's uh, two representatives from the host or something like that. It's very gotcha. specific in the rule. Right. All right, Slowpoke's coming across that yellow line. Ooh, they kind of flew outside. They, right, they hit the yellow line. Flew is probably, uh, I don't know if the best word to describe how the Dickers got off that truck. It looked like it wasn't under a whole lot of control. It's like the ladder never went down, and they went way outside the safety zone. No Everyone time for okay. the Slowpoke's ladder dug outside the safety zone, rule 1302. You know, the ladder didn't go straight down. on the line, the Islip Wolves. And uh, we, we're talking here about adjustments, and uh, we talked also about Billy Moon with his uh, four in 2003. Yeah, that was his first one, up uh, two. Oh, 2008, I'm sorry, 2008 was two, the last one, right? 2003 was his first, his second was in 04. The last oh, actual four, four to be run was in 2012. Okay. So we've gone three so, years with that one. All right, so so uh, 2004, main transit, and uh, Mike Weldon, the guy who's driving for the Ice of Wolves right now, he moves their drop-up, he, he hits the brake uh, about four feet further up than he normally would, which is an enormous amount of space, and uh, he did that on that main transit track that was stopping really incredibly well, um, and that delivered that four for them that day, so let's see uh, if Mike can do it again here, because uh, if anybody can make the adjustment, it's Mike, and they have right. raced on this course a little bit, as opposed to other teams. You're talking about that 08 shot, that was a 5-0, it was a 5-0 in 08, but, but you're right about the adjustments, that was right. a huge adjustment that day, and that all goes about where do you want to run, and I believe they were post-entry, if I'm not mistaken, That's right? That's correct. So... Ice the Wolves coming down the track. What kind of number they're gonna put up today? They're in the ground. Josh is on and motor, and he got off that oh, third rung. Maybe. I got a heavy 5-0. I got a 5-0-7. He was off that third rung and gone. Yeah. That could be his it's first 5-0. He hasn't. Time for the Wolves. 5.16. I gave him that ladder climb a button. I'm on 10th <laughs> fast. That 5.16 not his personal best. That is not his personal best. 5.13 is the personal best, but 5.16 is the uh, first place shot in the early going to this contest. You know, I, I, you just see good things from him. He's off that third rung, and he's gone, man. So, good shot by the Wolves. The Wolves currently own the best time of the season with a 5.13. I'd love to hear some dig times, uh, because that kind of climb, and again, I'm up here, it's hard, it's, you know, you're so used to watching it visually from the ground, so yeah. it's hard to actually tell if it's good or not when you're up here. But uh, uh, if it's anything like his climb last week, uh, two weeks ago, I should say, um, it, the explosion from the bottom of the ladder to the top is as good as it gets on the track right now. And if he's able to finish, um, it's scary good, scary numbers. I had, I, I believe it was 273 when I hit the button. Okay. So you figure you 273, it was about a 2-4 climb. That's a decent climb. Yeah. 2-3, two, 2-2. Two, two. You know, 2-2, two, two, you get into Michael Mara numbers. Yeah. JoJo numbers in his heyday. You know, 2-3, two, 2-4 two, is pretty good, too. You know, I was good, good yeah, for 3-4, you know. And that might be as good as it gets on the track right now. Yeah. Uh, so, so maybe Mike maybe missed a little bit back and had to hold on to them just a little bit to get them where they had to be. East Islip Guzzlers, first shot of the ladder for them. They are way short. Pat, being the smart climber that he is, knows not to even get on the ladder, holds the ladder back because they were way short of that yellow line. Good smart race there gets a no time. by the Guzzlers. Ladder dug outside the safety zone rule, 1302. What do you think was that? It's on the line, the Rockwell Center Woodlanders. Well, I, I know Go that ahead. they have a... Uh, a, a a rookie thrower in Robbie Sharsworth, who's who's running on the side there with Pat. Uh, right. Pat's, Pat's a vet, right. uh, which we saw that right there. But yeah. So they probably back this drop up a little bit compared to their regular drop in general. And then uh, it, it, the track stopped the way yeah. we were expecting it to finally stop now today. 
So good track awareness there by the uh, East Ice of Guzzlers. Again, we we'll look forward to them as uh, you know they heal up from their early injuries and uh, we're, uh, hopefully we're get their numbers back up. Sorry to cut you off, but uh, we, we've got uh, uh, Devin Ro uh, Dev Robson from the uh, New Park group. Termites, yep. and he's uh, also from the Titan Group. He, he's uh, sending out some Snapchats today, and it's uh, Titan Group. DTR, as in Drill Team Racing. Titan Group DTR on Snapchat. Uh, you can follow them uh, and check out what he's putting up right now. He's got a couple of great shots from on top of the arch so far. So Good stuff. We're also looking at the uh, Rockville Center Woodlanders here on the line. This is their first run of B-Ladder for 2015. And if I remember correctly, maybe a couple five sevens last season. Yeah, well, yeah it, they, were, they were smooth stuff Textbook too, climbs. Yeah, yeah, textbook yeah. shots. Straight ladders. Good climbs. Big snot rolling off the line here. The small of the B-truck. They're over that yellow. They're deep. The ladder climb is on and climbing a perfectly straight ladder. He's fighting his way up. little stumble in the middle. Makes the grab in just about seven seconds. Again, that's like the third or fourth perfectly straight ladder today, Chris. Time for the Woodlanders, 7.07707. Next team on the line, Baldwin Tomcats. Well, let's put it this way. If you come out here and you drive your regular run and your regular drop at the place you normally practice at, you're probably coming up short. Yeah. Uh, right. My expect more, or at least what I think is going on here, is a lot of drivers know that they know this course wants to stop better than you normally would, so they're maybe trying to take a bigger bite out of their gas pedal, mm -hmm. and maybe they're giving it just a little too much at that point, unfortunately. Right. So uh, maybe the expectations of how well this track is stopping right now might need to be backed up just a little bit, because like you said, we've got five straight up and down ladders yep. uh, in a row, and so we'll uh, obviously keep an eye on that as it goes. And again, we're putting rubber down on the course here too, so that yeah. could be, be part of it. That's true. Got a couple texts about the preferred running position I'm going to get to after the Baldwin Tomcats take their run. They're over that yellow. Long break. They are way under. That's going to be a no time. Another team going under the track. Going under the arch, excuse me. No time for the Tomcats. Ladder dug outside the safety zone rule, 1302. Next team on the line, the Westbury Turtles. So the question of the day is if you had the, the choice to run wherever you wanted to in a state drill, where would it be? We're today's selection Saturday with the inaugural selection Saturday. Selection Saturday. Got to like bam, that. Bam, bam. <laughs> Come on, Fred. Where are you? Fred. Uh, there's no All right. nothing. All right. Forget it. So <laughs> we're going to be telling you the live <laughs> running order for the 2015 state drill. I asked the question, where would you like to run? I got a response from Bonesy from the Port Washington Roadrunners. He said he'd like anywhere between 5 to 12. He'd like to put up his time and having teams beat it. So he's more of the, hey, let me set the bar and see if teams can beat it. I think a lot of people kind of feel that way. Me personally, I always like running, you know, right in that top number between 10 and 20. If I had to choose, that would be my position. I'd like to, hey, put up your number. You don't have to wait around too long, yeah. you know, and you just go and you run your shot. There is something to be said for uh, not running... Not running number 50, right? And having to sit at the back of the pack for 20 teams and let yourself simmer, you right. know, like uh, getting in, getting out is not a bad thing, especially in those ground events. No doubt. The Westbury Turtles are you here in the background. Here we go again. They are deep as well. They knew it. Jiggers roll, a lot of speed. Everyone's all right, but they are deep. Actually, it looks like there's going to uh, a couple of the officials walking towards one of those diggers. Not sure if they're going to call a rescue or not. I think it was just a roll, but we'll see. The Turtles get no time. A lot of outside the safety zone rule 1302. 
Next team on the line is uh, Roadrunners from Port Washington. Apparently the uh, state statistician is supposed right. to be pulling everyone's the... Uh, oh, I'm sorry, I, I, uh, I apologize. Yeah, no, anyone from Westbury listening, everyone's up and walking, everyone's fine. Go Thank ahead, you. I, I, I had seen that, I didn't say it. So, uh, but um, the state statistician is supposed to pull state running numbers with the host. And, okay. And, uh, I guess it would be the area rep for other drills. Gotcha. Uh, that, that came from a, a dear old friend, Pope Emeritus Patch Affairs. There you go. I, I have a text from him, too. I was going to just read that on. I haven't had a chance to actually read it. But, uh, oh, yeah, he wrote the same thing to me. State statistician is supposed to still pull the state numbers. Nicely done. Your boy Patrick Murphy, if he had the position, dead, dead last. last. <laughs> I don't you agree? Mind. I don't mind. Uh, I don't think I, I, I think I want to be like, uh, I don't want to be dead last where I start going, well, you know, uh, our regular shot in B-Hose is a 7-8, 7-9, right. but it, there's an 8-1 up there. I, I, you know, like, I don't want to start negotiating with my regular run, so I, I feel like I might get, I might overthink it, too. I, I kind of feel like in the, in the back three quarters is, like, the most preferred situation. we got a little situation, speaking of which, with Port Washington here. They might be having a little trouble, uh with their B-truck, um, possibly a breakdown. They had the ladder up in the rack, and then they had to pull it back down. So I don't know what uh, is the story at this time. The officials communicating with each other to see if it is a breakdown. Most likely that's what it is. I believe you have to come to the line or at least make an attempt to before you roll off. So, uh, you know, no one on the starting line has their headset on, so we'll get Starting line, you pick up the radio. Starting line. But, yeah, so dead last. Believe it or not, now, Chris, I have some stats about starting positions in the state and how they fared at the end of the day. Let's do it. Now, here's the thing. Here's a disclaimer. FDArchive.com does not have every single starting position. Starting line. Pick up the radio. For every single tournament. In fact... The majority of the drills from 1946 to 1960 don't have any type of number, any type of running position at all. And then the majority of the 60s, most of the, some of the 70s, and even the 80s don't really have all the starting positions. Well, and, and you got to you know? realize, too, that this was all done on paper. Right. Before we were able to get this into the computer, right. uh, we're kind of at the mercy of whoever was jotting down times that day. And right. hopefully, it, uh, you know, they, they got it right, first of all, and that they were writing down the starting position. So uh, Paul Washington will be on a 20-minute breakdown. But for teams, the of hobos are now on the line. But for teams running last, how many teams do you think have won the state drill running dead last? Uh, and again, this is with limited information. Yeah, I yeah, all yeah. Of them. Sure. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, w- I would assume that it's probably a lot more than first. Let's put it that way. It's two, believe it or not. Dead uh, ass last. The 67 Rough Riders and your 93 Hobos. All right. From the dead last position. Right. So, and actually Celebrating on the played. track immediately. Here we go. Hobos on the line. Jay Newhoff. My odds on favor for the next four club entrance. Let's see what they do here. They're coming in right over that yellow line. Good spot. Jay's in. Kind of lost it in the middle and then he slips. Ladder kind of got away from him. He was fighting it all the way up. I had 274 on the ground. Again, a lot of whip. And the ladder just got away from him a little bit. Almost fought it. Couldn't make Time it. Time for the Hobos. 6.77. 677. Next team on the line, the West Sable Flying Dutchman. Jay Newhoff, of course. Uh, 502 to his credit. Him and I are actually tied for the fastest five not to be in the four. Paul Jordan owns that record of 501 for the fastest five to not be in the four club. But, uh, you know, I think nobody ever ran a five flat ever. Uh, well, the people who have have all run fours. Oh. You know what I mean? Oh, so. right on the edge. <laughs> exactly. Right on the edge. 
Um, you know, if I'm Jay Newell, I'm a little angry right there. You know, angry racing. Stay tuned for the hobos next week because he's not going to forget about that one. There's nothing better than angry racing. Amen to that. 516 by the Ice of Wolves, first place. 576 by the Pistonockers, holding up for second. It's a sloppy V ladder day, ladies and gents. Then we have a 677 by the hobos. That's actually third place. Then we have a bunch of sevens hanging out in the back. A lot of big players left to go. Bayshore, West Hem West Sable on the line right now. West Sable, one B ladder at North at excuse me at the Lindenhurst invite, but not with their normal number of so 540. Let's see what Mike today. All right. They come up right before the three-man ladder line. Mike's on and gone as usual. It finishes. Nice finishes finish always. With my number, I got 503. It's probably going to be in the 5-1 zone. Big-time reaction from the crowd. The crowd loved to see him uh, put it together there. We're uh, Time for the Flying Dutchman. 5.00. Yo. There it is. Ding dong. Next team on the line, the Merrick Buckeyes. Mike Mara has just run the fastest shot of any 40-year-old climber in the history of this sport. I'm going to take a little field trip here for a second. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do a little research. Hang on a second. Yeah, okay, you got it. Five flat by Michael Mara. That's his fastest time since 2012 at the Ice of Town Drill when they ran a four. That is his fastest time in three years. Just when you think, Mikey Mara, he's getting old. He can only run five ones. Maybe people never thought that. I don't know. Five flat. There you go. Time of the year. That was a heavy number. It was textbook. Nice shot. My hat's off to him. Congratulations on that number there. Wow. Heavy. Chris Murphy, I guess, going down to look at some, but see a lot of, a lot of smiling faces on the back of that truck of West Sable Flying Dutchman right now as they go around the other end. The Merrick Buckeyes now have the track. And they are through that line. They're in a good spot in the ground. Climbers on and gone. Good speed kind of getting off that truck. That was good. He's going to miss the grab, though. Air mailed the grab. We've all been there before, but pretty good textbook climb there by that climber. Merrick Buckeye's got a young-looking climber. He got in really great there, and let's keep an eye on them this season. Hope to see Merrick Buckeye's no out time a little bit more Merrick. often. Failure to grasp the top run, rule 1302. Next team on the line, New Park Termites. All right, so the track is going to be cleared off right now for the New High Park Termites. And New High Park Termites are no strangers to running heavy numbers at this track. I go back to that 2001 state drill all the time. They took second place that day with a 502. You know, think about running a 502 and not getting five points. Uh, but they've won uh, B-Ladder here several times at this invite. Uh, specifically, uh, 5.06, their fastest time back in 07. Again, that's at the North Belmore invite. That was with Ralphie Rubino, of course, one of the four club entrants. Here in the track is clear for the New High Park Termites. Frankie Sonnenberg's going to be a climber here, I think. They are down and off the track. They're in a good spot in the ground. Frankie's on and climbing up. Nice textbook run. That's going to be in there for points. That's about a mid-five. That's going to be a good spot for third place if it beats that 576 by North Lindy. Let's get the Time for the termites. 5.59559. Didn't you? Next team on the line, the Bayshore Redskins. So for once, my, my thumb wasn't broken. I had 5.03 for West Hables run. I had oh. 5 flat, of course. So uh, what'd you find out? Uh, you researching, so, Mo? Uh, I, I went over to see what the buttons were for uh, Michael's run. And uh, any of them in a fours? 5 flat on the dot for uh, number 2. Okay, A-Rock. Yep. Uh, uh, 497 and 503. There you go. So That's everybody right on the dot. That's yeah. exactly what you want for your buttons, fellas. Nice job, guys. And uh, but it's always fun to see how many of them are in the fours, who's right? Who's in the fours? Yeah. <laughs> how do we get into the 
four is an added uh, average out, but uh, that is uh, I, uh, you don't have to update the four club. <laughs> But uh, that was one hell of a run. He's got 45 fours under his belt. And I've talked to him about it. He's like, I'd like to get to 50. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wait, 50 years old? 50, well, he might do it. Listen, he's 40, 41, 42. He just ran the fastest shot as a 41-year-old. He's like a unicorn. Dude, he's unreal. Yeah. And it's his fastest shot since 2012. Wow. Okay. Think about that. Yeah. So now, I wonder how much of that did they take advantage of this course? Yeah. And, and you know what? That's part of it, obviously. You know. Right. Uh, here's um, uh, Bayshore Redskins coming up the line. They have a shot to get into some points here. Let's yeah, so that... So that 559 by New High Park's third, 576 fourth, Redskins. Here we go. They got a lot of speed coming out. The climber got on and gone. That nice was a pretty good shot right there. And he, and he dealt with a little bit there. That wasn't a great ladder. No. Got, uh, didn't go in straight. Didn't go in straight. It looks like the Tigers lunge. They're over the speed of the ladder line. 5.62, 562. Nice job battling, but I don't think it gets uh, no, uh, New High Park, right? New High Park was at 59? Correct. Okay. fourth place, though. It moves North Lindy to fifth now. All right. But I'll tell you. Line, the Blue Jays from Sayville. Are you good with names? I, I, the name of that climber? Uh, okay. From. I'm sorry to put you in the spot. Oh, Eric Lyman. Eric yeah. Lyman. Eric Lyman. That's Lyman the name I always hear. When Paul and Artie here, it's easier to get the names. <laughs> yeah, down. well, they, they probably have the Bayshore guys memorized. I'll tell you what, I like the way he got off that mounting rug. I mean, he sprung up and he was gone. Lost a little bit of mo, I'd say, right before the grab. But I like the way you got on that that look that rung and kind of shot up off of it first not, three. Not four a lot steps. of climbers are going to be able to finish that with the mo they were climbing with, yeah. with that where that ladder was. You had it probably a foot into the uh, we called the perfect line. Yeah, they were uh, over it. If, if you're looking at the patch, uh, fans, you can see that white line going across. That's where the three-man ladder yeah. uh, ladder goes, uh, the wooden ladder. So if you're in past that, the angle's actually different. So it's yeah. pretty uncomfortable finishing and climbing with that kind of thing. Here's uh here's Sable and Sable Sable could get in the mix here. Sable uh that that five seven is definitely in their within their ability right now. That's the way they've been racing. Sable Blue Jays on the line. Yep. What is that? Five seventy six fifth place. That's around what they can do. They can probably do a little better. They're through the timing lights in the break. Like over the like yellow. They are just over the yellow, but the climber. I don't know if. He just didn't get in. I don't know if he wasn't sure about that yellow line. Sometimes you see that yellow line in your peripheral, and it kind of plays with your head a yeah, little bit. Yeah, sure. Right. You're like, do I get on or not? I don't know if that's kind of what happened. Time for the Blue Jays, 7.96, 796. Next team on the line, the call plates, Frogs. You know, it was almost like his feet weren't in the right spot in a weird way. You right. Know, you expect to get off the, the truck at a certain point, a few steps, and you're in. I, I, th I think he liked his speed. I yeah. think that's, that's the kind of speed that he wanted there. I think yeah. you know, he just maybe, yeah, like you said, he saw that yellow coming. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. I, I don't know. Maybe he was just off balance. But, yeah, not not the shot that they were running last year. Again, Sable Blue Jays, I don't know how often they've been out this season, but keep an eye on them as the season progresses. Here's the rundown. Top five right now. West Sable, five flat. Islip, five sixteen. New High Park, five fifty-nine. Bayshore, five sixty-two. North Lindy with a five seventy-six. We, uh, I, you know, I have a, my phone's going off here. Thanks. Thanks for telling everybody to text because now my phone's going off like crazy. But, uh, um, <laughs> Western New York area rep Jeff Champion sent me the actual rule for drawing the, the uh, lineup. Here's Carl Place. Carl Place is sliding through. They're going to be under. You heard the ladder bang against the arch quite hard over here. And they're going to get a no time. Of course, today is Selection Saturday. We're going to be selecting the 2015 running order in the state no trail. for the Frogs. And broadcasting it to you live. You know, a lot of dug outside the safety zone. Tell me what the text says. We, uh... 
I don't want to break the fourth wall. Line, the Flemingville right? Bandits. I don't want to break the fourth wall right. here, but uh, Selden is properly pulling the order, and then they're going to deliver it here to the arch, or we're going to let it right. go out. So exactly. I don't want you guys to think right. like Right, we're not pulling it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look who's first. Freddie, no, no. give, give me your hat. Put him, put him back in. Put him back in. No. Hobos can't be first. But, uh, put him back in. The local committee is full charge of drawing for positions. One officer of the state association, along with one officer of the area association, must be present at the drawing for the state drill. Two members of the Board of Governors must be present at drawing that must be held at least two weeks prior to the drill. All entrants of the state drill must be placed in the lottery for the starting positions. Hopefully that's all in line, because otherwise maybe this won't be selected. Uh, that, that, I know. Well, they, they better get it in line. Farmingville Bandits. Okay, the ladder climb is on. He's uh, close to that yellow line, yellow pole, but made it to the top in about 6.2, 6.3 seconds. Another, uh, another deepish line for the Bandits. Yeah. 6.34, 6.34. Next team on the line, the Manhattan Lakeville Minutemen. So, of course, everything being done by the rule book today, but, you know, we've been promoting Selection Saturday. I'm hoping everyone's on the same page. I, uh, I, I'm probably going to be wiggling out here in a little bit, but I, I did get a couple texts I want to give a shot. We mentioned Patrick. Uh, Patch Affairs wanted to uh, run late because he uh, so many uh, go through in the seat contest. Let's get a little rubber on the track. Let's see how they're stopping, that kind of thing. Uh, Robbie Moon listening in. Uh, Robbie Moon from Islip. Two-time state champ and uh, yeah. recent daddy. Congratulations, Congratulations, Robbie. A little bit of a shout-out, but he would prefer also running dead last. Allows every team uh, allows him to see every team run early and make any possible adjustments. Take a safer approach if the event is wide open. That's interesting. Uh, you know, his brother felt the same way. I think you felt the same way, Pat Murphy. A lot of the uh, Suffolk folk. Yeah, but I just the, ad- with the that. full adjustment makes me a little. Uh, I'm all about you know? running your shot, man. But Hassett Lakeville. They're on the track. They're just over that yellow line. The climb is on. He lost nice it in ladder, the middle. Nice ladder, except for the end. Yep. Way to battle through. Yeah, he battled through it again. It's that middle point where that ladder is getting past that 90-degree mark, where you need Mo to get up that ladder. He didn't have it there. Time so for the minute, way to the top, though. 6.42, 6.42. We uh, made a couple more. Uh, let me see. Oh, we're still holding out on the breakdown by uh, Port Washington. Uh, I think we've pro- uh, on a guess about eight minutes left or so. Um, All the equipment. There's eight minutes left on Paul Washington's breakdown. Got a nice text from uh, Todd Stubman, Bayshore Redskins, and uh, Islip Wolves. Pre- would prefer first or last? Interesting. Yeah. Which one? So he likes the yeah, bread yeah, number. Todd, uh, we want you to pick. You right? got to pick uh, yeah, gotta or pick explain. Right All right. You can't be a little pregnant here. So you don't like uh, you don't like five. You don't like twelve. No. Apparently. Uh, <laughs> Apparently you gotta. It's either let me get this done right away or let me take uh, two tenths off the drop. You know why we have a little delay in the action here, and I like this. We can catch up. I mean, B Lad is such a fast-moving contest. You know, people listening at home, send me a text 516-376-9993. Where do you want to run if you had the position? If you had the choice of your position in the state drill, A Rock's looking at me like it just doesn't matter, man. It does. Well, it you. didn't matter for them. That's the thing here <laughs> is that whether they were uh, in the back end or they were number one, 1997. 98, 97? 98. 98 was number one? Correct. It didn't matter for them. They just went out there and uh, and, and W'd, you know? Yep. 
So send me a text. We're curious. Uh, number one specifically. I, now we're let, curious what you think. Go let's, ahead. Let's talk about number one because okay. I know a team who had a big shot going into the state tournament. Veteran guys, two-time state champs up to that point. Right. And then got the draw of number one two years in a row. Right. And I think talked themselves out of it the first year. And might have even done that the next year who as well. Who are you talking about? I'm talking about the Hempstead Yellow Hornets. The H-Y-H? Oh, 2011. We, we were three on the line. Oh, I'm sorry. Which was essentially was, like one, but well, it's three. Both, yeah. uh, what about a ten, though? 10, 10, and 10 and 11. We were three. three back, is that right? All right. And we were 8 and, 0, and 09. I, I liked 8. I liked I, running I there. could just see it in, in your faces. Like, yeah, you think? And, and, we in were fairness, thinking a little bit. Specifically at a state drill. Yeah. Uh, upstate. Yeah. Not necessarily in a, in a Long Island state drill because you get a chance to play a little bit. Right. But you go racing Clayton once every 12 years. Yeah. You know, you don't know how this thing's going to go. And, and if you're a team who's got at least 10, 15 teams in front of you, you can see how the thing stops a little bit. You can play it out a little bit. You guys didn't have that opportunity. I know? think that falls more on Ralph's shoulders, you know, because he's oh, the one does, who's got to think. I mean, I, th- whatever, what I remember about the 2010 state, the only thing that kind of got to me a little bit, you know, I know, run a three-man ladder. got to be out there early, get ready, do your thing, and that's fine. You know, right. I'm, I'm, in 2010, I'm a veteran guy. I know what I'm doing. You know, I don't really worry about those things. But that day, the ladder wasn't tied up the right way. They couldn't figure it out. So on top of us being up there, being warm, being ready to go, then all uh, of a sudden there's a 10, 15-minute delay, and I'm like, all right, do I run around? Do I do this? And yeah, right. So that's the thing where if I was running number 40, I'm still right. gauging on when I'm starting to warm up. Right, you know right, right. So that kind of plays with you a little now, bit. Now, that being said, uh, 2013, Ice of Wolves, number one. Yeah. Run three man slip and slip. is a problem with the lights. The, come back the and only take digital five. error that day. Right. Yeah. Right. Come well, back Mike and run well, heavy you number. know, took a couple twenties out of his it. pocket and uh, whatever, you know. So talking about running order in the I'm state sure drill. Back to me would be ladder uh, 2014 in a second. Talking about running order in the state drill. Um, which <laughs> now this is a, just like a random question. Which position do you think has produced the most top fives? Beginning, <laughs> middle, or end? Let's go beginning, middle, or end. Oh, my brain hurts. And again, a lot of data is non-existent because of the website. So this is based on maybe 25 years of perfect okay. data. All right, here we go. So which position do you think? So give me beginning, middle, or end. Top five, best chance of a top five in what position? Beginning, middle, or end? Yeah. So like before, t- earlier than 20, be after 20. The end. So you're going with the end. Yeah. So like after 40. Right. Believe it or not, spot number 17 has produced <laughs> nine top five finishers. <laughs> According to the data that I found so far. 17 is the one. 17? Yeah. And it's also the spot the 2,000 Flying Dutchmen have won from position 17. All right, now here's the key. We will find out soon enough Yeah. who's in number 17. That's, that's what I'm saying. Right. Gotta keep your eye out. Now, right. run a number one. You love it or hate it? I hate it. I hate it. I, I, I hate it. I hate it in an upstate track more. I hear you. But I hate it. Believe it or not, according to the data, that's not totally complete. According to the data. The number one position has produced the second most top five finishers than any other spot. That's incredible. That that to me seems obviously Seven. goes against everything that you would think. I, you know. Seven teams that have run number one have placed top five. I'll what? give you the list. Let me ask you this though, and 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 this might play out here, and maybe I'm blowing up your whole thing, but go ahead. Number one. Yeah. You're always guaranteed to have a number one. You're always guaranteed to have a number you one. You might not always have a number 17 because of post entries. That's true. You know. That's true. I mean, probably. Uh, uh, number 17, probably a pretty decent bet. But, like, number 64, we know was a Ford. Yep. I don't want to cut you off. I mean, off the rerun for Washington Roadrunners. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Oh, man. 
Oh man, now the road runners I'm not gonna run, run today. Not another down. run, boy. This is this is the banter we like, you know. <laughs> Take another twenty on a breakdown. No, let's get yourself a cup of coffee. <laughs> I, I'm Look not even gonna race today. I'm just gonna stay up here and uh, hang out. And talk I'll get this. back to those seven teams who've placed top five because the list, you know, you, you can figure it's the usual suspects. But I'll get back to that in a second. Let's okay. get Paul Washington there due. Listen, this is a team that run that ran five uh, five oh seven at this tournament last year. Brian Kessler, uh, Kyle Lewis. I don't know why I call him Brian Kessler. That's not this guy. Your Brian Kessler's guy. Mine. He's on your right. team. I don't know it, why I'm, I'm it that. It looks so like Rob from here. I, I is think it? it's still his brother Rob running. Yeah, it looks like Diet Lewis. Diet uh, Lewis. Diet Coke Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Uh, yeah, it looks like Rob's running this shot. And, and again, though, Rob had a nice, healthy, I think, 9-3 at the Hunter, I want to say. I'm just guessing I'm stopping my head. You talking about Sea Ladder? Sea Ladder, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, he can climb. He can put some stuff up. He can definitely point in this contest right now. Mm -hmm. So, if they're able to pull this off after backing off the line on a breakdown, uh, that's a big swing, and it's pretty impressive. Port Washington, yeah, they had a missing B ladder at the Hunter, but it was a, it was a 967 okay. in C ladder, which took right. a point. So you know, but let's you know, see what the they board. can do. And I, I do I do think that we've seen a five out of him. I think I want to say Lindenhurst. Uh, I'm just going to the top of my head, but yeah, let um, me check, man. I got I got the tabs open, bro. Right. You know I got the tabs. You open tabs? Yeah, it's on my internet. Oh, uh, and it sounds like the truck just shut down on him. And you are correct, 584 Lindenhurst for a All point. Right. So again, 576, the number to beat to play for a point. That's the North Lindenhurst Pistonockers holding so Shut off here, okay, and Dan Salerno behind the wheel before Washington just started it back up again. Uh, fingers crossed. Let's see if they can get down the track. Hopefully without dropping truck fluid. Here they go. They're over the start line. Over to yellow. Ladders in the ground right at that three-man like ladder it. line. Got a nice, nice climb. We're in the mix. We're in the mix. That's a, I got 560. That's going to play in this tournament. That's going to knock down North Lindy. It could knock down Bayshore and New Eye Park. All right, for the roadrunner, 5.64, 564. Right behind. Right behind both. So that's going to be the new fifth place. That takes North Lindy off the board. That's a big point that could play later on in the game. And that's a point that they uh, had to fight for to get. You yep. know, uh... They, they earned every ounce of that. They, I, they had the, the hydraulic jack out. Yeah. They had guys on the crawler underneath that thing trying to figure out what was going on. They were able to get that V-truck to run. They had to start it up on the line just to get off the line here. Uh, and they were able to put that shot up. So great job uh, by Port Washington. Yep. And uh, that point could be big come the end of this game. Could be huge. Could Move be huge. the equipment. We'll uh, hold tight for our results, uh, hopefully. Let me uh, see if anybody else checked in uh, yeah. since. The other thing, what what, ch what channel are we on here, Freddie? I got some people texting me. What is it, 87 what? 87.9. 87.9. Uh, here live, and uh, we are streaming on nysdrillteams.com. You know, again, my hat's off to the West Sable Flying Dutchman. Five flat, their fastest time since 2012. You know, Mikey Mara and the boys are in mid-season Attention form. all teams. Any team that has a tamper that they could bring out to the arch, please bring it to the arch. Hey, Rock, I saw a smile on your tamper. face with that five flat. Don't look at me like that. Yeah, you like that, don't you? You like <laughs> the whoopity old guys. Ooh, good catch there. Got a little burst of wind there. Don't let the stats go flying. <laughs> I, uh, I am going to check out, okay, right, because i got a great replacement for you here. Yeah, gonna I see him. going to give you a contest. Uh, my dear pal, um, a gentleman and a scholar, goes by the name of Thomas Dudley Moran, and it's all yours, brother. Chris Murphy, the busiest man in drill team racing. Thank you for your services, and uh, good luck the rest of the way today. The results You can go play racing guy now. Fifth place with one point, the Port Washington Roadrunners. What's in up, Dud? Fourth place. Let him do the call off. 
With two points, the Bayshore Redskins. That's going to give Bayshore and four. And third today. place with three points, the New High Park Termites. And in uh, second place with four points, the Islip Wolves. And first place with a time of 5.00 with five points, the West Table Flying Dutchman. Alrighty, so uh, that's going to conclude B Ladder. I'm uh, being joined now by Tom Dudley Moran of the Northlanders Piston Knockers. How are you, dude? How are you, Tom? Doing well. I think uh, you know we're going to go a little commercial break, and then we'll uh, we'll do the proper introductions. But before we go, today's Selection Saturday. Did you hear that back at the camp? No. We're choosing the running order today. Not me personally, but the running order is being chosen for the uh, 2015 stage drill. I'm going to get the list. It's going to be a top secret list, and we're going to bring it to you live. We're going to give you 10 teams at a time. I get all sorts of stats about running positions. Send me a text, 516-376-9993. If you had the choice to run anywhere you wanted in the state drill, where would it be and why? Live on top of the arch, 2015 North Belmore invite. I want to run in the spot that comes down the track first after buckets. We will be back in a few. 2016 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 20th and 21st at the new location, the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. It's bigger and better, with many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product lines and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Jolly Tinker Hose Company is the new source for the best racing hose available. Each length is designed to withstand the demands of F. FD Racing. Colored hose and double jackets now available. For more information, call 516-322-6366. Jolly Tinker Hose Company. We have tight hose. If you experience any damage due to fire, flooding, wind, or mold and need help, contact SOS Emergency Services. SOS is the exclusive emergency mitigation company for New York State drill teams since family-owned and firefighter operators. SOS has a friendly working arrangement with all insurance companies, so call 631-486-7979. SOS Emergency Services for the right help in your time of need. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State drill team racing as they celebrate their 42nd year of publishing their honored to be the official publication and online coverage of New York State drill teams. Look for ongoing coverage and fire news on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Inn at New High Park, Long Island's premier catering facility is the first choice for weddings, parties, and corporate events. Owned and operated by local families and firefighters, it sets the standard for supreme service, gourmet cuisine, and style. The Inn's restaurant, Bossery 214, takes you on a culinary road trip through Europe with our world-renowned chef and an unmatched international beer menu. To book your next event or to celebrate after a tournament, go to www.innatnewhidepark.com or brasserie214.com. Open table or Facebook or call 516-354-7797. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State drill teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631-777-5170 or visit HighTechFireNewYork.com. 
Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course, those famous Fatty's Wings. The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola. And SDI is the company behind its game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments, including Central Islip, to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Bill Fox Company has been in business for over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and Yellow Hornets. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. Coastal Fire System is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams. Coastal is your one-stop shop for all you SCBA and fire equipment needs. Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RIT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hi-X Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves. For more information, check them out at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631-661-7515. Whether you've been a FASNI Credit Union member for years, just become a member, or yet to take advantage of our member-friendly products and services, we have the tools you, your family, and your fire department need for financial success. From low-rate auto loans and free checking to shared branching and mobile banking, when it comes to your finances, we are fully involved. To learn more about our products and services, visit us at www.fasnicu.com. Attention, fire chiefs and commissioners. You already know New York State has mandated that your department supply your members with bailout rope systems. Coastal Fire System is also the exclusive bailout system distributor for New York State drill teams. The friends at Coastal are equipment dealers for Petzl, Scott, CMC, Colorado Systems. It can walk you through the state requirements to ensure the safety of your members. Your bailout system process starts and finishes with the folks at Coastal, a family-owned and operated business. Check them out online at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631-661-7515. The Titan Group is back supporting drill team racing and taking their game to the next level with 20 years experience in the apparel industry and the addition of an in-house design team. We will find exactly what you're looking for. This year, join Team Titan and let us handle all your apparel and equipment needs and be part of all the Team Titan's promotions. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. Owned and operated by members of the drill team community, we know what it takes to run your team. Let us handle everything from jerseys to helmets and tape to trophies. We are one-stop shop for all your drill team needs. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind or Devin Robinson on the track. You're up. Get on. The Titan Group. Integrated Wireless Technologies is proud to be part of the 2015 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom radio solutions, licensing assistance, and top-notch service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.iwt.com. The state record for the sea ladder is 8.71, held by the centralized of Hobos. The first team on the line, your host for this afternoon, the North Belmore Ricky Dinks. All right, here we are, 2015 North Belmore Invite. 
getting ready to start Sea Ladder. I'm joined now by Tom Dudley Moran from Northland and Hurst Piston Hawkers and Jay Podolsky of the Gilmore Brawl Breakers, defending 2014 State Old Fashioned Champions. How you guys doing? Good. And you? Good to have you up here. Doing well, man. Hey, everybody put your state champs rings together. Oh, wait. Let's I don't have mine. Uh, no. I have oh. mine at home, man. I left mine at home. Uh, it is a... My, my state championship ring is with you, a foreign B-ladder ring. There you go. Yeah, no, it's a... <laughs> one bad button away there, Dudley, it's, you know? It's sitting there, you know, like, th that's the sample at the jewelry <laughs> store. They show you. Oh, it's going to be like this. Who's going to say? It says, Twan Simone, 497. Oh, yeah, never got picked up. Yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> I'm coming back next year. Don't worry. <laughs> no, but where are I? Here before you start, I'm going to say it. Go ahead. This is my prediction. What do you got? The only team with a four and no eight gets the eight today in Ladder. The only team with a four and no eight gets the eight. You must be referring to the Lindenhurst Snails who broke their team record of nine flat last week. Ryan Kinley. Oh, wait. However. What, what did you say? Oh, yeah. The only team with a four but no eight. Yes. That's interesting. They got the hard part. Right. And the first four. Right. So they've had the four the longest. That's true. Michael Mara just was a yeah. hundredth away from uh, probably his 2,000th four today. <laughs> there probably was a 46th. four. 46th. There probably was a four on one of those. It was. Four those it was 497, 5 flat, and 503 with the three numbers on the uh, officials' watches. North Belmont with the Speedwagon 2000 coming through the cones. They're going to go under, it looks like. They are under. They that are. truck did not lock up at all. You could tell once he hit the brake that there was no way he was going to get into that ground. Interesting. No time for North Belmont. The ladder outside the safety zone. Rule 13.03. And, you know, I, I told Ryan while we were talking on the track, he didn't know it. He knew, obviously he knew what their team record was. And it is a disputed team record at the Snail House. Is it really? I heard 9.17. Well, Mark Santoli, who's a loyal I listener, I know what's going on. said that the Hunter drill being a non-sanctioned drill, that it's the same as running it in practice. I see behind the line the West Hempstead Westerners. Well, I guess technically he's got a point. So... I, I don't agree with it. I, I still run the tournament. You, you Actually, a bigger tournament. It's funny that you bring it up because on the four club, I have a little disclaimer next to Michael Mara. He's got 45-4, so today would have been his 46th. Yes. But in the parentheses next to that, it says two of those were run at a non-sanctioned drill. So two of those were run at the Hunter. So do you count the Hunter as your team record? I mean, it's a good conversation right there. You definitely. I mean, I'm thinking so too. You got the you got the timing lights up. You have uh, all the big boys there. Speaking of big boys, West Hempstead Westerners are on the clock right now, on the track right now. Craig Hayes coming off a pulled hamstring, looked pretty good in B-Ladder, didn't get to the top. Let's see how they react here and see if they get in this tournament. All right, they are through the cone lights. That's a nice cut. They're right over the yellow. Craig is on and gone, motoring up. Nice. That's a nice shot by yeah. the West Hempstead Westerners, and a shot that they needed. You know, these guys get ladders going. They've already been running some good host numbers. for the Westerners, 9.16916. You, you saw Kenny kind of was pedaling that in a little bit there. He was got out a nice spot at the cones, and then it kind of looked like he was making the truck get to the pit. You saw they were still right over the yellow. He kind of ran a staircase. Next team on the line, the North Lindenhurst Piston Knockers. The uh, West Hempstead Westerners, of course, they are the winners of this tournament the past two seasons in a row. So they're going for the three-peak here today at the North Belmore Invite. Again, it's been a slow start with them, dealing with the injury to Craig. They've been running some pretty good hoses, though. So that 916, if that can grab them four or five points, again, a lot of racing left out there. You know, the average time to win this contest throughout the year is 896. So that 916 is in a good, good number, and we'll see how it holds out. And it's probably the warmest that we've run all year. You know, Lindenhurst wasn't yeah. it was kinda cool. Rain seldom. 
you know, Hunter, nighttime. Nighttime, rain again. Like rain always, again. You know. Joe, Joe always seems to make it stop, though, before the party he does. <laughs> yeah. This has always been a great lot of track. It's always been a consistent lot of track. Oh, uh, definitely. Great track in general. You know, the facility looks great today. You've got great weather. Are you digging Filling for up. Junior's 875 Roslyn or 874? Uh, 74. No, no, I wasn't. That was here actually. I'm trying to think if you were. Uh, I was trying to put that together. That before. was Wayne Darrell and uh, Donald. Wayne out. All right, Piston Knockers coming down the track. No points yet on the day. They're through the cones. One in a good spot. Ducky's on. He's climbing a ladder. That's going to be an nice. air show. A little bit of an air show. The ladder's got to get quicker to the arch, but he grabbed it. I got about a 9.13. Let's check my thumb. Time for the piston rock is 9.38. My thumb's broken again. <laughs> it's tough up here trying to time it. Especially see ladder. You don't see yeah. the, the, when the clock goes uh, yellow, when the light goes Next yellow. Next line, the gear park bucks. But you saw it, Dudley, a little bit of an air show there. Yeah. You know, not something that, you know, you usually see out of the piston knockers. I don't know if Scott held it a little bit more. Maybe the truck reacted not the way he thought. I don't know. Looked like he was a little longer in the brake than usual. Yeah. You I see something different? I mean... Yeah, I think th I think he went... Again, I think it, it kind of goes like what Kenny did there. He was, like, pedaling it in there, and it, it, you don't want to come up short. Yeah. Right. And, and they, don't get me wrong, they were in a great spot. Right yeah. in between the white and the yellow, like, perfectly in the middle. But Ducky was uh, fighting the ladder that was just had no mo to it yeah. and grabbed the top rung before the ladder hit the arch. That's what we call the air show. Of course, the ladder has to be on the arch for those timers to stop the clock, so we're looking at at least a tenth to two tenths. Maybe that's why I gave him such a good button, you know. I go when I climb a grab. Climbers, you know. climbers give good buttons, though. <laughs> you know, climbers like those good buttons. So the question of the day, guys, it's Selection Saturday. We're talking. We're going to be uh, giving out the running order of the 2015 state drill today, live on the air. It's being drawn somewhere during the hose test. It's going to be drawn the correct way with the state statistician and all those guys. But we're going to unveil the top. I want to know where you would prefer to run after the Deer Park Bucks go. You guys can chime in on that. Deer Park approaching the yellow. Oh, and they are all down. Everyone's getting back up now, but thrower kind of went down. Only one spike went in the ground. Ladder is now up. Everyone's all right. The climber's going to climb and just finish the shot to get a number, or at least an overtime. Just in case we rerun the contest, they'd be granted a rerun then. Overtime for the Bucks. Overtime. That's the difference between overtime and no time, of course. If you do rerun the contest, you get the option to rerun. No time, you do not. So I guess we're talking the state. I'm going to have to go with I love the back. Uh, Placing the state motorized once. That's Next about the line of Lindenhurst now. State old-fashioned from the rear. So I'm definitely going to go the last three or four teams. So you're talking 2000 state, Roslyn Highland, as you guys are running it towards the end of the pack. So Second, uh, third to last. Second or third to last, and that's what you'd prefer. You know, a lot of guys agree with that. You know, we've heard from Patrick Murphy today. Billy and Robbie Moon both chiming in saying that they wanted to run at the end. That's, you know, just see how the tournament plays out. Make the proper adjustments, especially if the event's wide open. You know, just grab some points and, you know, run your shot. So that's that's definitely one of the opinions. Dudley, you got a preference? I'm going to say as a driver, as a driver, you really don't know what's going on in the drill. You don't know who's running times and stuff. I, I really doesn't matter to me what spot. Because you know what? In, in, in the end, you're not going to do anything more than you haven't done in practice or in tournaments all year. You're going to run your shot. Hopefully it's your shot that you are consistent with and you're happy with. And uh, if you if you're number 10 or you're number 44, don't matter. If you run okay. you run that 12:20 in C hose and it holds up there and you get a five. Don't matter what name. More, and I'll follow up with that in a second. The Lindenhurst Snails are on the line. Dudley thinks they're getting the eights today. Nine flat last week at the Joe. Can they improve upon it today? 
They're off and running with their new seat truck. They got a lot of speed coming in. That truck stops really well. They're over the three-man ladder line. Brian Kinley's up and gone. He uh, fought that ladder all the way up. That ladder, that man. is a tough ladder to climb, tough guys. Ladder, and if he would have been, uh, uh, dude, they are like two Nine inches away scale. from that safety. Nine point three zero. Nine thirty. That lot was fading to the right a little bit too. That was just climbing straight up and down and actually moving to the right. That's uh Next that's on the line, the Copade Yellowbirds. Ryan Kinley's turning some heads this year, guys. That was a yeah. tough climb. The truck, it stops pretty well. I, it, it does. It, you know, but they still were, you know, a couple of inches away from that safety zone, being outside of the safety zone. And Ryan is eating up a very difficult ladder to he, climb. He needed, Tommy needed to just hard break, hard break a, a little, little more. more. Yeah. And he would have had, he, he, he would have been at the three-man ladder where you place the three-man ladder, wooden ladder, and would have had a better climb. And I mean, that's an e easily three-tenths you could take off that he, shot, four-tenths. So he, you, you, they he ran again in those eights. He, he ran a 9.30 off a terrible ladder. Yeah. I, hate, I hate to say he muscled it, but he, well, he, he, yeah. he did. <laughs> No, that was a very nice climb. 9.30 currently second place. So we got a 9.16 by West Hempstead, a 9.30 by the Snails, and a 9.38 by the NLPKs. You know, he also, he, you talk about him becoming a better climber. He's also mature yeah, as a climber. That's important. You know, you, you see a lot of guys, they start out, and maybe they're, they, they, you, you talk about them being scared of the bank mm -hmm. or not having track discipline where they are and knowing, like, where to get on. But, I mean, once you get that and you get on and run, and you'll, you climb anything. And he's running with a head of steam. Yep. You know. You hear the Copac Yellowbirds coming down the track. Nice shot of three-man ladder under that belt. Missed the B ladder. They're right at that white line, but the climber gets jammed up at the bottom. Doesn't get his foot on the mounting rung. And it's a miss, but it's going to be the fourth recorded time of the day so far. Time for the Yellowbirds. 11.881188. You know, as, as somebody that was a climber, Juan. Yeah. And I'm sure anybody that has done that spot. What do you think every climber that has longevity? Next on the line, the Selden Slowpokes gets to that point where they make that turn. Yeah, you know, there's. <laughs> it's almost like you can pinpoint it. You know, you, you just get on the line and you feel. You know, I've done this before. You, you know, there's something when you're a new climber. You, at least with me, I always felt like I wanted to prove myself. I wanted people to know who I was. You know, and then once you get to that point. You know, you kind of just go through the motions and do your thing, and you just, you know, keep, you know, you take care of your business on the track, but you're not overly concerned with, you know, proving yourself anymore. You're not, you don't get the jitters as much as you used to. So there's definitely a maturity level, I think, with any position, you know, you know, even you being a driver, I'm sure it's, oh, you know, any position you run, you know, there's a maturity level, you know, any sport you play. Now I see climbers. Climbers start your day, you know. Yeah. So it's important that they get a lot of confidence because they start yep. your day because they can ruin your day or they can make your day. Yeah, especially so. the teams that live and die with climbing. You know, you know, we talk about the mid '90s Hornets. You know, a lot of teams like that Hicksville. You know, over the past few seasons, although they have efficiency, they've been putting buckets together. But you know, there are teams who really count on those ladder points. And you're right, it's a lot of pressure in the early going of the day. Selden slow pokes. Yeah, Selden. No points on the schedule on the board yet. It's a long break. It's in a nice spot on the ground. Climbers on, lost it towards the middle. Kind of stalled Finishes a little bit. Up. Yeah. The truck. It's almost like he was deliberately trying to get it into that spot there. You know, maybe it was an adjustment seeing how the other teams have been sliding. Time for the slow pokes. 1-1.30. 11.30. what was your preferred ladder? Do you like more of a staircase? Yeah, I, like I, I, 
more, uh, you know, more of an incline than than three man, or I should say, less of an incline than three man ladder. Right before that three man ladder line was a good spot. I mean, some guys, uh, Junior was amazing climbing it when it was on that three man ladder. Like, line. Yep. He had a better ladder to me watching the race. Yep. Uh, had a better ladder when he climbed it from there. Yep. Uh, he was taller. You know, I'm sure yeah. that plays into it a little bit. Yeah. You know. I went through four climbers. Mm-hmm. Mike Clement. That's the line, the East Islip Guzzlers. Mike Clement. I corrected. Islip Waltz. Joe Boy. Wrong part, my mistake. Right. Ducky. Ducky and Kenny Stallone. Kenny Stallone. You now, guessed it. Kenny, Kenny Stallone. Stallone. <laughs> now, Joe Boy wanted the staircase. Right. He wanted a foot over the yellow. Right. And you know, Kevin used to drive Kevin Collin crazy. He's like, you're getting close to that line, you're getting close to that line. You know, that and me putting McNamara like as deep in hoses because Mac wanted to like fall off the truck and right. put the nozzle on. Right. But, you know, the, those guys, they all wanted different types of ladders. You know, and I, what I wanted to say before was, the, you know, you talk about those 90s ladders and there were some great ladder teams. Yeah. And, I mean, competitive. You know, between six, seven, eight teams. You hear the ice of wolves coming to the track. We'll get back to that in a second, Dudley. Let's see what Josh Case does here. It's kind of a slide, but a lot of fast. Oh, he ate that up. Oh, that is a yeah. heavy number right there. Oh. I mean, he had a lot. Mike gave him a great stop, great drop, but a lot of speed, and Josh got in and was gone. I think 94. I, I don't have a lot. Into the wolves. Nope. 8.96. 8.96. Oh. Now on the line, East Ice of Guzzlers. Mike Ornauer is more enthusiastic of getting the next team right than an 894 just right. 896. You know what it is? 96. Talking about being nervous, this is his first time. So it's his first time announcing a tournament. Yeah. So going back to that whole uh, 90s ladders, which I mean great ladders, the difference now than then is that the climber, I feel now, is more longevity than any other spot. You know how many times diggers and throwers change now? Yeah. And and it's still like, like Michael Mara, how many people you think he's yeah. done with right. in that whole, you know, era? Yeah. I mean, even... Even a couple it, of drivers now under his belt, yeah, you know? Yeah, but also <laughs> you look at, you look at, uh, um... Why is the name? It's it, you know it's become like the quarterback of the NFL, the yes. climbing position. You, you, know, you got the franchise guy, you got the, the franchise guy, guy, right? You know. But diggers, diggers take a beating. Yeah, they but do. used to have look, yeah. look at you know Patrick, Patrick, two diggers, they ran forever together. You know what I mean? It's yeah. a lot of a lot. You know, I just feel like it changes a lot more. It's a lot more, a, a lot more of a. You, you have to mold yourself to what the climber likes. Yeah. All right, we got the East Ice of Guzzlers coming through, looking to get on the board for the first time today. See how the truck responds. They're in a good spot in the ground, right at that three-man ladder line. Pat's up and gone. Oh, and he just lost his momentum going for the grab. That's going to cost them at least four tenths, I'd say. I got about a 9.4 on my watch. He had Mo all the way up, but right before that grab. And the Guzzlers, 9.69, Almost looked like he hit his rung, his hand on that rung below. Let's see by the line, the Rockwell Center Woodlanders. And that's the difference between a 9.6 and a 9.2. Alright, so 896 by the Wolves, first place, 916 West Hempstead, second, 930 Lindenhurst in third, 938 North Lindy in fourth, and then a 969 is going to be fifth right Next now. Next team on the line, the correction will be the Westbury Turtles. 896, interestingly enough, is the average time to win this contest since 1998. Of course, the fastest time being run, and Jay, we talked about this off the air, that 865 by Preston and the Manhattan Lakeville Minutemen, the current track record, former state record, 
865, heavy number. You know, Very heavy number. Yeah. Haven't seen many of those since we've uh, changed some of the rules, you know? Yeah. I think out of a lot of the rules, I think Sea Ladder's changed the most with yep. time-wise, just in my opinion. Yep. Uh, you know, where we're used to seeing an 8 every week, it was very unusual to have a 9 place. Yeah. Now we're uh, very unusual to have an 8 win the tournament. True. Believe it or not, an 8 has still always taken at least one point in Sea Ladder in the history of racing. This is the Westbury Turtles coming down the track. They are under, and that's going to be in no time. Then the climber is climbing. They're all yelling, hold it up in the background. He's getting down safely now. That's uh, that's twice for them, I think, right? Yeah. Two no times in a row underneath both times. Yeah. No time for the turtles. The ladder was outside the safety zone. Lat rule 1303. How many no times do we have? Next team on the line, the Port Washington Roadrunners. Uh, about four. Five, five. Six no times wow. in B ladder. You know, and that's what, you know, Murphy and I were kind of talking about a little bit of the track conditions here. You know, we're, we're at the North Belmore Invite a little earlier in the season than we're used to being here. You know, we're used to being here the week before the state drill. A lot more rubber down on the track. Yeah, a Maybe a little hotter, I don't know, but, you know, we're here a little earlier. Obviously, teams practice here at North Belmore and Merrick, right? They, yeah. So that's... I mean, but you also, too, remember, a lot of these teams have been out here for a while. Right. Uh, a lot of the ISO teams, this is normally the same day as the ISO town parade. Right, that's true. Uh, so, you know... That could be a thing too, and I don't, I don't know exactly where the Iceland teams are the ones going yeah. the no times, but there also used to be a lot more teams that practiced here too. Right, you get your West Hempsteads out here a little bit. Freeport. We're going way back now with West yeah, Hempstead. West Hempstead you know, they've been in for quite a while, yeah. All right, the uh, track is cleared now for the Port Washington Roadrunners. Uh, they won C ladder here last season with an last yeah last season with an 890. Again, Kyle Lewis not climbing. His brother who's backing up, he's taking a couple points here and there throughout the 2015 season. We'll see how they respond here. We come up to the yellow. Nice spot in the ground, right on that three-man ladder line. He's on and gone. That's a nice shot there by the Port yeah. Washington Roadrunners. Now my watch, I might have been a little off. I had a 27, 927. That put him in second place. Time for the Roadrunners, 9.37. 937. Next team on the line, the Central Isla Polvos. So, Dudley, just to get back a little bit about what you were saying, you know, we're talking about Selection Saturday. We're going to be giving the running order to the 2015 State Show. So you're like, you're of the A-Rock camp. It doesn't matter. It is what it is. So we have a lot of different opinions. Jay would prefer in the back. A lot of, some of the hobos told me they'd prefer to run at the back. Billy Moon, his brother Robbie, saying they'd like to run at the back. Me, personally, I like, like, right after the, right after, like, 10 to 12, 10 to 15, somewhere in there. Put it be shot, get it done, set the bar, and let people beat your number, you Listen, know? after watching him in the 2008 state, Billy Moon could run with yeah, it. Didn't a matter. blindfold didn't on matter. him. Didn't <laughs> Guy was locked and loaded that day. He put out the light in all eight, huh? and won the state drill. But, again... With the with the exception of that '98 state, does anybody remember the number two one? The, num that one, the number, number the number that one. All right, Centralized of Hobos. That's the team that you hear coming down the track right now. Currently five points. Jay Newhoff on and gone. Nice climb there. The state record holder, Jay Newhoff, in this contest, one of the better climbers, if not the best climber on the track in the 2015 season, the veteran climber. Time the for the hobos. Eight point nine. Five. 8.95. And that just edges out the Ice of Wolves by one one. The next team on the line, the West Sable Flying Dutchman. I've had this conversation before. Runoffs. Yeah. Yes or no? 
Uh, you know, I think it depends on a whole lot of things. You know, is it a motorized contest? Is it a, a ground event? I'll give Two, you is it early in the season? Is it late in the season? 2000 we, State. state? Yeah. 2000 State is in Roslyn. We tie West Sable and Celina. I remember that. Like 901, was it? Yeah. Something like that? And... Um, I not that I had that much of a vote, but I yeah. voted no. Right. Because I don't think I, you should run your sea truck more than twice I in the state. I think I agree with you. But I ended up West Sable didn't want to run off that day. Okay. And just to take the trophy. Okay. So it was good for both of them. There you go. Yeah, right. That's a lot, cool. of, a lot of people have different opinions on the runoff. Yeah, it depends on a lot of different things. You know, yeah, other people like those old school guys like, just run it off, let the best team win. And, you know, it's a state drill. It's not, my, not the best move. My, I think it's exciting now. Yeah. Well, that's, well, that's, and that's the alternative viewpoint. Wes Sable, Flying Dutchman on the track right now. Coming off a five-flat B ladder. They're approaching the yellow. They're in a good spot in the ground. Mikey oh Maris on and gone as always. A little oh bit boy. of an air show. It was a bang-bang up here. I got 882. Jay's showing me 880. I got Mikey's feeling good today, gentlemen. I got five long. Time for the Flying Dutchman. 8.92. <laughs> And that's going to take over first place. on the line of Merrick Buckeye. I'll tell you, Mikey Mara moving up 25 feet in, uh, in three-man ladder has done wonders for him. Right? He ran second man today, so that 892 is first place right now. And, uh, hey, three-eighths on the board. You get ten points for the longevity climber in the sport. Not yeah, too bad. You know, it's funny watching him. It's, when you watch him still to this day, it's just like I was watching him six years ago yeah, and ten years ago. And it's just uh, amazing how guys can keep themselves in... Keeps that's up shape. Yeah, yeah. shape that's what it comes down to. Game. I mean, he's, he's on top of his game. He always is. You know, he's got two kids at home. He's like the president of the football league. He's, you know, he's... Fresh I don't know how he finds the time to do it, but he uh, he makes it happen. These the Buckeyes. Aaron Buckeyes. 2004 Hempstead Yellow Hornet seat truck coming on the track right now. They're in a good spot. I like this climb. has got some skills. Lost it in the middle there. I think this climber here has got potential. What's going on with Merrick? They out week they're in, week they're out? They're out practicing week in, week out. Yeah. Um, Time for the Buckeyes. 10-19. <laughs> they work really hard. The line, the new High Park termites. They work really hard, and they, they have a lot of talent on the team. And it's just, you know, it's going to take a little bit to gel. They combined last year with Merrick to start riding motorized. They did three years ago for old-fashioned. But Merrick and North Merrick working well together. And if you come and watch them practice, they're, they're putting the hours what they need yeah, to do. Yeah, they're and doing the right thing there. They're putting in their time, and uh, that's good to hear. You, you know, going back to runoffs, Go ahead. And my theory is, how would you feel? I know the crowd loves it, whatever. That's great. It's not changing your point standings. Right. And if you broke something, you'd be really mad. Or yeah. if somebody got hurt. I mean, we'll but run off in CI with North Belmore. That was, that was awesome. But that was awesome. That, Three was, man that was an insane run. That, that was 2002. Awesome. North Belmore versus CI. They both run 610s in the runoff. North Belmore goes first, runs a 608. Central Isaac comes down with Jay Newhart on a third man, 604. I mean, uh, yeah, it was incredible it was, to it watch. Was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, that's that's one that goes down in history. It's probably the greatest runoff. There's been good ones, though. I, you know, you talk about breaking a record in a runoff. I'll get to that in a second. New Eye Park's got the track. It's getting their due. All right, they are just at that three-man ladder line. Frankie's gotten a good climb going. That's a nice shot there by the uh, New Eye Park Termites. Does it play? With that 9.37, which is currently fifth place. Time for the termites. 9.24, 9.24. Next team on the line, the Sable Blue Jays. Let's give an update on the top 
5, we have 3 8, 892 West Sable, 895 Central Ice Up, 896 Islip, and that shot that you just, oh, sorry, 916 West Hempstead's fourth, and that 924 by the New York Park Termites is going to take over fifth place. It bumps out Lindenhurst with a 930. North Lindenhurst with a 938 is seventh place. So a good sea ladder day developing. Everyone's represented. Still got a couple teams left to go, including so the Bayshore Redskins. We so sent a couple teams away. The other part of the runoff I actually know that right now. Go ahead. Is go to Labor Day. Yeah. Well, there you go. We tie Westbury. Right. Chris Connell, we're running off. We run off. Ugliest runoff ever. <laughs> we both ran nines. We were good enough to get the trophy. Yep. The next year, we tie the Sally Boys. I remember that. The Rascals. We run off. We run a nine. Uh, we run a 780. Yeah. And South Hempstead runs. And I'm behind the arch waiting. I hear 7.8. I go, if we tie again, we're flipping going. And he ran an 81. I remember that. I said, back-to-back years, we were probably in the... In the crappiest <laughs> runoff and probably the coolest runoff because it was one one hundredth and you know it was it w I think we both ran seven sevens to tie yeah it was a good day. Seven, I, I, seventy eight maybe yeah I can check it out in the archives and bring it up if you want but, but get uh, back to breaking a record in a runoff Wes Sable did it in three man ladder five ninety seven yeah, out yeah. Riverhead uh, you know the ninety four and right? the Yellow Hornets ran a six ten in that runoff yeah JoJo ran a third man that was ninety four correct. Two of the Bayshore Redskins. Oh, I'm sorry. That's the Sable Blue Jays. My bad, guys. That's Sable Blue Jays. Uh, they are deep. Climber's going to make it up and finish the shot. Skins are sea truckless today. I was going to say. I didn't realize that. Why is that? What's the deal? Uh, I believe they have... Time for the Blue Jays. 10.89. Uh, next team on the line, the Call Place Frogs. I'm going to say uh, that they are moleless. Oh, okay. I believe they do not have their driver to drive. That's a downer. You know, when you don't have your sea truck, you kind yeah. of put the damper on a day. of It's happened to me twice, yeah, both in North Belmont. I know. It's one of those things, you know, guys are trying to make time to get out here. You know, but especially for Bayshore, they, they're one of the uh, one of four teams to have placed top five in all three tournaments this season so far. You know, they've been running pretty well. And, I, you know, keep your eye on the Bayshore Redskins as the season progresses. Well, they already have four points on the day, but it's a shame no sea truck today. It's a tough one for them. And you know what? Quietly doing it. And I'll tell you what, they can run some buckets. They, are, that they can. They can close tournaments, they, bro. They, they ran 20 ones a couple times this season. They are, they are doing it quietly. It's like yeah. one of those things like people don't talk Well, I'm putting them on blast right now. Bayshore Redskins. Keep an eye out. I already gave Lindenhurst <laughs> a Maloyki and the 8 to see ladder, so I'll just be quiet today. Frogs. Yeah, Ribbit Ribbit coming down the track. JoJo getting a text in saying there's always a little bit of a fine sand at this course, sand on the track at this course. I don't know if that's true or not. What do you think? No, it, I always kind of thought maybe, be. yeah, right. It can be. Kind of close to the water. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I, know if that's where it, it comes from. Um, the sand traps over in the golf course? Or, you know, someone really, really chipping out of that. 13.94. 1394. Next team on the line. The Farmingville Bandits. I don't know if you guys saw the patch before. The patch is extremely, extremely soft, and uh, it's a digger's dream, this yeah. patch. Um, <laughs> Brand new when they put that in earlier this I week. I put it in on Friday. Yeah. No, the track looks good. I gotta tell you, man, the lawn's cut. I'm, I've always, I'm always nitpicky about the lawn. You know, because if it rains the night before, if it's wet, then you see sneakers are wet. But no, the track looks great. Obviously, this drain. I'd love to get one of these over at Hempstead. Yeah, the draining is, is so is, awesome. Is it's a nice facility. Any chance of getting a state drill here again? Uh, Any talks about there that? Might be some talks coming. We're uh, still working on some stuff with different people to host uh, with a couple teams here. Right. You're looking at 17, or you're looking at 21. I know. Uh, you know obviously, the go-to places. 21. Hempstead, yeah. Enough, uh, 
uh, also you know talk to other teams that are interested. Right. Bombingville Bandits coming down the track right now. They're approaching that yellow line. Long break, but nice spot on the ground. The climb is on and gone. And again, just running a textbook shot, trying to run a good number. Let's see if they get in the nines. Not going to hold up the points, but nice shot by the Bombingville Bandits. I like the textbook run. Perfect spot. Both ladder. Both the same spot. 10.28. 1028. Next team on the line, Manhattan Lakeville Minutemen. Um, in this facility, we're going to see from the years past, the pump is phenomenal now. I saw four, uh, 4.59 on you know, the test earlier this morning, so it's dialed in. It is dialed in, and it has a little bit of a, a little bit of kick. Has it been working with motor pump? Last couple of years, back to the bit. old, back to the old days of pump here. Okay, cool. Uh, not the greatest pump tracks, but uh, in hose, we should have, uh, we should see some numbers. I actually before said we're going to see a hose record fall today. Okay, that was my uh, prediction for the day. Okay. If you want to do it, it'll be 11.93 in C hose, 7.55 in B hose is the number to beat. Manhattan Lakeville is your last team to run C ladder for the day. And then we're going to get the selection Saturday. You guys hanging out for it? Sure. Uh, uh, yes, I'm waiting for the sealed envelope. I got nothing to do to <laughs> B hose. Nice. Again, if you haven't chimed in yet, if you had the choice to run anywhere in the state drill, where would you want to run? Send it on GroupMe. Send me a text, 376-9993. I'll mention your opinion on the board, on the radio. You hear Manhattan Lakeville coming down the track. They're over that three-man ladder line. Climb is on. He's kind of struggling his way up. Kind of lost the momentum once that ladder hit. Ladder was quick to the arch. It was a steep. A lot of deep. A lot of deep. Manhattan Lakeville. 11.11. What do you think? We had three perfect ladders in that event? That's probably the three eights. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, exactly right. A lot of, a lot of straight up and down ladders, a lot of... No, you even asked twice. Soft patch, does that affect you as a climber? I, no, I never really paid attention much to that. Another ladder moving yeah, a little bit, yeah, or moving from side right. to side? I don't really know. I never really thought much about that. You want If you want to talk about selection Saturday for yeah. a minute, now that the event is over. Yeah, we can, we can banter it up. I'm going to just say that to me, and you know this from our practices together, Ralph Frail would give you the state tournament breakdown by the selection. <laughs> and it was like he was one of those like geniuses, Rain Man types, because he'd be, he would have in his head, 43, Dutch of 43. <laughs> no one's ever run one from the first position. Dutch of 43, and they're right. Okay, A-Rock. A-Rock's out for the day, I guess. The Dutch are right behind Team X or whatever. <laughs> he had everything down. And then he, he would not reveal the Yellow Hornets number. <laughs> Until well, until the end, or unless somebody knew it. Right. But 17, if the if the Yellow Hornets drew number 17, he'd have 12 reasons why your team was going to win. Well, did I tell you? Did you hear me before on the air? Move the equipment. 17 has produced the most top five finishers. Get out of here. According to the research that I've had so far, nine 17? teams have played Damn. top five from position 17. However, the disclaimer is there's about 25 years that are undocumented. Please. So take it with a grain of salt. I will be back. I actually have to go pick and the local numbers. Committee on the track. Yeah, get them up here as soon as possible. I have to absolutely go pick them. The Dutchie, so I will be back with them. contest. Fifth place, one point. The New High Park Termites. Fourth place, two points. The West Hempstead and Westerners. Third place with three points. The Islip Wolves. In second place with four points. The Central Islip Hobos. And in first place with five points. The West Sable Flying Dutchman.
Alright, so the tournament is, uh, we are finished with ladders, a very good ladder day, uh, you know, if you're looking at first place times in each contest, we saw, um, three-man ladder, 6.34, new time of the year by the Centralized of Hobos, we saw a 6.37 by the Copeg Yellowbirds, uh, which was a great shot. B ladder, you saw a, a heavy five flat by the West Sable Flying Dutchman, uh, not only is that the fastest time for West Sable in the, since 2012, it's the fastest time in the sport since 2012, hasn't been a four since 2012, and that was West Sable who ran that for. But a uh, nice number there, 516 by the Ice of Wolves, took second. And just right now in C ladder, you saw three eighths. And fifth place was a 924. Things are heating up. We're reaching that mid-season stretch you also have of the 2015 season. You have three eighths. Three eighths within close eights. That's right. So Fred's giving me the uh, the signal that we're going to pay some bills, but before we do that, again, I keep saying it, it's Selection Saturday. It's coming up next. They're picking the running order for the 2015 state drill. When we come back during the water test, we're going to talk about our preferred spots. Send me a text, 516-376-9993. Let me know where you would like to run if you had the choice to run anywhere you wanted, and then we'll unveil 10 teams at a time and let you know where they're going to be running in the 2015 state. Live on top of the arch, North Bell more invite. We'll be back in a few. Integrated Wireless Technologies is proud to be part of the 2015 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full-line Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom radio solutions, licensing assistance, and top-notch service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. With over 60 years of experience in the fire and rescue business, Nassau Fire Apparatus is known to be the leader in the industry. They are vehicle and equipment distributors who provide products, parts, maintenance, repairs from coast to coast. People working in Nassau Fire not only sell the products and services, but also work in the industry in EMS and as firefighter volunteers. You won't find a more dedicated and experienced team to align with than Nassau Fire Apparatus. Visit them online at www.nassaufire.com for more information. The 2016 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 20th and 21st at the new location, the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. It's bigger and better, with many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product lines and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Jolly Tinker Hose Company is the new source for the best racing hose available. Each Lent is designed to withstand the demands of FD Racing. Colored hose and double jackets now available. For more information, call 516-322-6366. Jolly Tinker Hose Company. We have tight hose. If you experience any damage due to fire, flooding, wind, or mold and need help, contact SOS Emergency Services. SOS is the exclusive emergency mitigation company for New York State drill teams since family-owned and firefighter-operated. SOS has a friendly working arrangement with all insurance companies, so call 631-486-7979. SOS Emergency Services for the right help in your time of need. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State drill team racing as they celebrate their 42nd year of publishing. They're honored to be the official publication and online coverage of New York State drill teams. Look for ongoing coverage and Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Inn at New Hyde Park, Long Island's premier catering facility is the first choice for weddings, parties, and corporate events. Owned and operated by local families and firefighters, it sets the standard for supreme service, gourmet, cuisine, and style. The Inn's restaurant, Bossery 214, takes
you on a culinary road trip through Europe with our world-renowned chef and an unmatched international beer menu. To book your next event or to celebrate after a tournament, go to www.inatnewheightpark.com or brasserie214.com. Open table or Facebook or call 516-354-7797. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631-777-5170 or visit HighTechFireNewYork.com. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course, those famous Fatty's Wings. The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola. And SDI is the company behind its game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments, including Central Islip, to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Bill Fox Company has been in business for over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchman, Hobos, Wolves, and Yellow Hornets. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. Coastal Fire System is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams. Coastal is your one-stop shop for all you SCBA and fire equipment needs. Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RIT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hyax Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves. For more information, check them out at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631-661-7515. Whether you've been a FASNI Credit Union member for years, just become a member, or yet to take advantage of our member-friendly products and services, we have the tools you, your family, and your fire department need for financial success. From low-rate auto loans and free checking to shared branching and mobile banking, when it comes to your finances, we are fully involved. To learn more about our products and services, visit us at www.fasnicu.com. Attention, fire chiefs and commissioners. You already know New York State has mandated that your departments supply your members with bailout rope systems. Coastal Fire System is also the exclusive bailout system distributor for New York State drill teams. The friends at Coastal are equipment dealers for Petzl, Scott, CMC, Colorado Systems that can walk you through the state requirements to ensure the safety of your members. Your bailout system process starts and finishes with the folks at Coastal, a family-owned and operated business. Check them out online at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631-661-7515. The Titan Group is back supporting drill team racing and taking their game to the next level with 20 years experience in the apparel industry and the addition of an in-house design team. We will find exactly what you're looking for. This year, join Team Titan and let us handle all your apparel and equipment needs and be part of all the Team Titan's promotions. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. Owned and operated by members of the drill team community, we know what it takes to run your team. Let us handle everything from jerseys to helmets and tape.
proud to be part of the 2015 season is the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full-line Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom radio solutions, licensing assistance, and top-notch service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter. For Fire Department drill teams, speed can mean a difference between winning and just placing. During an actual response, speed can be even more important. That's the idea behind Streetwise Catlink, the nation's first and fastest cloud-based mobile data software solution. Streetwise turns tablet computers into powerful, full-featured MDCs, providing incident mapping, hydrolocations, live apparatus location tracking, pre-plans, hazard waypoints, and more, all in just seconds. Call today for a free demo at 800 718-8027 Streetwise Catlink, the mobile response software that just works. Integrated Wireless Technologies is proud to be part of the 2015 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full-line Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom radio solutions, licensing assistance, and top-notch service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. Okay, welcome back everybody. Live on top of the arch at the 2015 North Belmore Invitational Drill. We are currently in the midst of the water test. We haven't gotten the time yet. There was a little issue with the timing equipment, so that's going to be going on in the background. But up here on top, I'm joined by Dudley from the North Piston Pistonockers and making his first ever appearance on Drill Team Radio. Long-time thrower for the West Sable Flying Dutchman, among other positions. Ryan Huguenin joining us. Welcome, Ryan. How's everything, Mo? Thank you, guys. It's great to be up here on this wonderful Saturday. Definitely a good Saturday. Nice competitive drill we got going on so far. West Sable out to 13 points. Uh, first place. Then we have Centralizer with nine. Dysel Wolves with seven. Bayshore's got six. A couple teams with four, that being New High Park and Copeg. And then we drop off to two for West Hampstead, one for Lindenhurst, and one for the Port Washington Roadrunners. It is a beautiful day, 10 points out of, you know, running ladder, you know, PNC ladder, so yeah. I can understand why it's a nice day, right? It's a nice day, you know, <laughs> I, I can't have much to complain. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, I, like I, I, I guess I could complain about one one-hundredth of a second, <laughs> but, you know. Yeah, listen, the guy's got 45 fours. How many of those are you part of out of that 45? Uh, Probably a good number of them, right? I believe we're, I'm in the, like, the, uh, the 29, 30 range <laughs> around there. You don't get any of the glory, though, do you? No, of course <laughs> not. Of course not. It all goes to the choir, man. Of course it is. That's how it goes, you know. No. Uh, but God forbid I bang him off the arch. Yeah, right. Then, it's your, then you're the goat. He's the greatest of all time. You're just the goat right, if you make him right. slip, right? That's funny. Uh, listen, so guys, we're talking today. It's Selection Saturday. Right now, currently happening somewhere around, I don't know, wherever they are down by the hydrant. They're choosing the running order for 2015 New York State Drill. We're going to unveil that running order right here live on top of the arch as this event progresses. But I've been talking to people throughout the day. I've been sending text messages. I've been reading on GroupMe. You know, Brian, if you had to, if you had your pickup running wherever you wanted to in a state drill, what's your opinion? We've heard back of the pack.
back. We've heard up front. Uh, What's your take on it? My opinion is I'd like to run up front, uh, but not like the very first or second team. Probably like four or five overall. I got a couple theories why. Go ahead. One is I want people to come down the down the uh, down the road, especially with the truck events. Dust off that truck. Dust off the track for right. me. Make sure make sure the trucks are stopping. Make sure the timing lights are correct. And in ladders, I want to make sure those officials got their uh, their thumbs ready and their, those buttons warmed up. I don't want I don't want to be the first one coming down the track and be like, oh look, they made it to the top and uh, forget to hit that button on me. You know, it's a, it's human error. You know, it's a human element that definitely you got to kind of warm up. The officials kind of have to warm up too. It, it is definitely a thing. It's true. And I'm looking on the group me. So you're saying like you know eight to eight to fifteen ish, ten to twenty ish. Eight, eight, you know? eight to fifteen ish. Scott Shum, who chimed in on the group me app, kind of says the same thing. I'll read his quote directly. He says somewhere between eight and fifteen seems like the best deal. Any timing or officiating issues that occur should be out of the way by the time you get to run your shot. At Bohoses, I think you might have a slight advantage in terms of track conditions. So not so wet yet. Not so wet. Kind of still stopping well. It's hot. And uh, you know, so you kind of agree. So we've heard we've heard two both sides of the gamut. A lot of people feel, hey, the end of the tournament's best, dead last. And uh, you know, we see what time we have to beat and we yeah. run our number. And then, you, then you get the whole mental game. I know. Up. That's so, what I worry about. And so, some people want to be at the end. They want to know what time to beat. Me, I always want. I don't want to know what time to beat. I want to be the first one to go. I want to put up my best shot. You come get me. That's 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 how I like to race. Go home. Go big or go home. That's it. Attention, please. The water has been tested. Oh, that was quick. And the time is 4.62 with 144.3 lynch hose with a 7.8 nozzle. 4.62 water Heavy. today. That is a little quick. That's pretty good, man. 4.60 the fastest you can go, so hoping to see some good hoses here. Yeah, we uh, we, we, we might just happen to see a record broken here. It's quite possible with this kind of water. 11.93 the state record by East Heitzel. That's a number to beat. 7.55. I was asking when the drawing is going on at the Deer Park camp right now. Is that our drawing? Is that the is is that selection that Saturday drawing? drawing? I guess we'll have to go check on that. Hopefully they'll get that sealed envelope up to me in a few. All right, but here's what we got. Ready? You, you, what do you think about running first? First overall? Number Total one points overall? So far. Love it or hate it? Hate it. West Hempstead with two. Hate it. Absolutely Little hate it. Little Nurse with one. Hold on. Let's get this here. Copic Yellowbird, four. Isopold, seven. Central Isopoldos, nine. West Sable Flying Dutchman, 13. New Hyde Park, 4. And the Bayshore Redskins with 4. Dudley, love it or hate it. Runner number one, State Drill. Love it. Why? Love it. Wow. 1998. <laughs> 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 there it is. And that's what brings me to this point, right? But, and I will say, I was a winner in her snail in 1998. <laughs> <laughs> but aura-wise, that whole, that so, whole Ralph Alino, nobody wins from nobody nobody wins. wins from number one. Ralph uh, would say that all the time. That year that North Linda got picked at number one, going for four in a row. He was like, you guys ain't winning at number one. I can't do a route for our voice. But, you know, <laughs> they ended up scoring 29 points, which was one point off the record for most points scored in the state drill and going on to their fourth in a row. But check this out. I did some work last night on FDArchive.com. And, again, this is a disclaimer. A lot of the years there are no records for. Obviously, it has the top five, but it doesn't have the running position for a lot of the teams from the 40s all the way up to the 70s. Even some of the years in the 80s and the mid-90s don't have the actual running order on the website. So these numbers could change. But number 17 seems to be the number that has produced the most top five finishers. Nine teams have finished top five from number 17. And one team won from set position 17. You're a 2000 Flying Dutchman, Y2K. There we go. But believe it or not, if you run number one, 
That has produced the second most top five finishers than any other position. Seven really? teams. Seven teams have placed top five running number one. It's got to be that mental thing. Get it done, yeah. get it out of the way. And here we go. Here are the teams. So Bayshore Redskins did it in 1967. They came in fourth place in the stage row running number one. Okay. Then we go to the Flying Dutchman in 1991 at Hagerman. Runner number one. I remember they put up three-man ladder shot, 6.30. And I guess you just had to sit and wait to see if anyone competed. <laughs> I believe that was Michael's first time running in the state trail as third man. Uh, the Hempstead Yellow Hornets in 1992 from the first position took fifth place overall. Uh, and then, like you just said, Dudley, 1998 Pistonark is the only team to win from the one spot. 29 points out of 40. You know, that was just the end of their era right there. Yeah, they were that dominant. Was, that was their fourth one. You know, and that led to, they kind of passed the torch the next year, or maybe West Able took it from them. I don't know how it works, but, <laughs> you know, they, they won four in a row, 98 from the first position. Uh, Spencerport Red Onions, right here, 2001, running number one on the line. They came in fifth place that day. Really? Yep. Took all their points out of ladders. Heavy numbers there, but they came in fifth. There's two more. The following year, 2002, the New High Park Termites were first on the line. Came in fifth. And the most recent team to play for the state drill, runner number one with the 2013 Iceland Wolves, who almost won the whole thing. Yeah. You know, they came in second in 2013. Uh, you know, motor pump of buckets, they had to run some numbers there. I don't know that they put it up at the end, but... So runner number one, not as bad as people might think. Wow. It's produced seven top five finishers, and again, there's 20 or so years that are undocumented. Look at that spot. So, you know, it'll be curious to see who gets pulled out number one. You know, go ahead. We should, and we should find out a little bit. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm hoping to get that envelope soon. Excellent. You know, you talk about running dead last. <laughs> Very opposite <laughs> of running first. You know, running dead last, from what I could find, two teams have won from dead last position. The 67 Rough Riders and the 93 Hobos. 93. That's uh, that's the uh, no seat truck, right? No, that no. was uh, that was 78, right? 78, 76. I always get those two. 78, 78, right? 90, 90, 93 record. is break the B ladder. That's record. right. That was 15 four, out of 15. Right, exactly. Yeah, and they just dominated that whole day, running a good efficiency shot, good numbers and hoses. Sure. Uh, that was a that was a good state trail. That's in Hempstead, of course. Yeah. That's the five in motor pump on Hempstead. That's right. That's the patch out running a 597 that day, 93. So the 93 states saw a team win from the dead last position. Um, and and I think everybody you talk to wants to be that. Uh, uh, and, and that's the one that, you know, yeah. you know, you talk about one, but everybody always talks about the team that's running last. It doesn't matter what the team is. Oh, you know, Deer Park, not, nothing against Deer Park, but Deer Park drew 67. They're running last. Right. Like, <laughs> okay. And, and what else? Well, that's a thing, too, you got to remember on all this. I mean, you got to put up your shot. You, know, you, you yeah. still got to be able to run this contest. You still got to do, do it. You know, right, exactly. You got to do it. And that's why I think A-Rock was like, it doesn't matter. You, yeah. you kind of said, it doesn't make a difference where I'm running. You know, well, you, the, like, you what I said was, team. as right. the driver, like, when, I, when you drive, you don't really know... You think it's a good shot, maybe it's a good number, but you don't know the number until you get back to your camp. Right. In most you events, you wait for them in C ladder and B ladder, you can hear it. But hoses, they usually scurry around. You don't know what you ran. <laughs> right. You, you're getting high fives or you get back, oh, I guess I ran a good number. Yeah, right. You know, I, I, I guess I did it was my good. job right. Yeah. But, you know, you look at, I think everybody talks in this manner. And it doesn't have to be the last team. Right. But... 2000, early 2000, Yellow Hornets. Let's yep. say we're going to state drill. You are running 58, last of the top-tier teams. Everybody talks about that. That's an Hornets interesting are at thing, the, right. Hornets are at the back. Right. Hornets got 58 out of... Right. That everybody talks about who's the last top tier. Right, team. who's the last of the top tier? Exactly, yeah. that's true. That's a good oh, point. Oh, you're sitting in the spot back there. That's right. 
So that's something we can take a look as it unfolds and waiting again for the envelope to be brought up to me and, so I can read those that list to you. And running number also is plays a big part in it of teams that are good. Like if New Eye Park and their heavy pump and bucket days, if they're running in the back, they're, they're going to possibly change that whole tournament. That's right. You and know? then people kind of have to wait around for that. Absolutely. They've done that so many times. That, that Those monkey wrenches. Yeah. Yes. You know that, what I mean? The Those game changes. Yes. Yeah. Right. Like you can't run all eight, but you can run maybe one or two. Right. Yeah. And you can definitely you know? change the game for the day. That's yeah. for sure. Termites have done that to a lot of teams in the past. Think about yes, that. They have. Think about those eight, those 80s teams and 90s teams. New Eyed Park. How many tournaments, state tournaments, yeah. have changed by being a good bucket? Yeah. Home? I mean, you talk about some of the patch hog wins. You know, they've won by half a point here and there. You know, so there had to be a few monkey wrenches going here and there. I think that's something that everybody thinks about when this, when this list is revealed. Your attention, today. please. Everybody should be behind the guardrail. Anybody in front of the guardrail, please get behind the guardrail. More about teams running As from, per the chief judge. Running from the last position. The Snails in 83 were dead last. They came in fourth place. Flying Dutchman in 1995 came in third from the very last position. Again, those are the only four occurrences that I find on FD Archive of teams placing in the top five from the dead last position. I'm sure there are more. Again, the archives need to have a little bit more clarity to Thank them. You, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be starting the Sea Host Contest. Sure State record in the Seahawks contest yeah. is 11.93, held by East Iceland. The first team on the line will be the North Belmont Ricky Dinks. Not so bad when we have stuff to talk about, though. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> like you finally get a couple things in, which is good. And, and, and the other part of the, the, the conversation is that everybody knows if you've taken part in it is that that state state tournament is a different animal. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know, it's, it's a long day. Yeah. You run. It's the marathon. It is. You, you don't run again for a while. If you have a great run, that high takes you next one. If you have a bad run, you and if you're the guy that caused that bad run, like the guy sitting in the driver's seat, yeah. you think about uh, that. That stays with you for a while. You know, you either want to be hanging out with the guys at the table and breaking each other's chops, or you're the guy that's taking a walk behind the bleachers to be by himself and leave me right. alone. And, and then even if you're running up front, there's uncertainty. I remember talking to Eddie Madalone. You know, he's running with the 92 Yellow Hornets digger for a long time. They run sea ladder that day. They run a 901 or 902, and they're thinking, we're looking to get a point. It ends up winning the contest. But they're sitting on the edge of their seats the whole time just watching every team. Like, you, you know, you're doing the dodging the bullet game. You know what I mean? <laughs> like when you're running up in the beginning. Here's another thing to talk about. What about the team that runs immediately after the post entries? You know, you think about that, you always think, oh, the post entries, it's going to be the worst possible teams ever. You know what I mean? That, that, that was always something we talked about at Hempstead. I did a little research about that. I couldn't really find a whole lot. The only team that I saw that placed in the top five running immediately following all the post entries were the 86 Yellow Hornets coming in fourth place. Again, that 86 team going for three in a row came up a little short that day. Has a, yeah. a post-entry ever won the speech? Interestingly enough, Ooh. texted with Michael Mara this morning because the 75 Dutchman and the 77 Dutchman were not on the archive site with their running order. The 77 Dutchman won from position number 30 as a post-entry. Wow. We were post-entry. Huh? Yeah, yeah, back in 77. <laughs> back in 77. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah, no, it's hard to believe. You think, why would a team run? You could play the post-entry game yeah, and run in the, the middle game. of the pack. But then they changed that rule where they uh, spread them out, though. What was that? Yeah, years ago? yeah, but I don't know that, that that's not for the state drill, though. I don't think. No. What? But like so for today, if you were post entry, you could have run anywhere between two through four, eleven through thirteen, uh, or I guess after thirty-two. I don't know. I, I don't. 
Tiger spot after that's 32. The that's the rule. Here we go, guys. The track is clear. Looks like we're uh, we got our first team on the line. Yeah, we got the rinky dinks getting ready to go. But can, is that still the rule for the state drills that you you can run? I don't know that the post entries are done the same way as the rest of the tournaments are. I don't know. I, I thought that that was the case. I'll have to double check with uh, someone. <laughs> I don't know who, but uh, Jay Podaski, what's up, man? Hey, we got my running order. Jay Podaski's got the runner on. He's going to hand it off. We can go four deep if you want to grab a headset. But uh, the Ricky Dinks are on the line. Looks like they're ready to go. Yeah, we're going to start some sea hose here. Speedwagon 2000 and North Delmore Ricky Dinks on the line. Coming through those cones. Kind of a slow run down the track. We got water and got it on. Got a half stick though. Nozzle's on, and we got to target up here. What did they say what the time of the water was again? 64. 64. 64. Okay. Hmm. You want to do play-by-play, -play, Ryan? Do a little play-by-play? -play? Do a little play-by-play. Take the reins. 13.25. 13, People might get tired of hearing my voice after a while. West Hempstead West it is. My wife tells me that all the time, so we'll see. <laughs> Swan, you have to paint the picture here. You know that, that Jay's got the attache yeah. case handcuffed to his wrist right now. <laughs> It's like uh, Ocean's Eleven, he's coming up here. I mean, this is excellent. All the area reps put the combination in. You can open it up now. What was that, 1325 by North Elmore? Yes. Can I please have? Jay Podowski, welcome back. We're getting nothing out of the wireless, Fred. Okay. And then while we're waiting, my wife just texted me. She wants me to give her a shout-out. Yeah, there you go. I'll do a shout-out after that. Go ahead. She's got a, uh, let me give a shout-out to Lisa, Allie, and Chris, who is, uh, that's Richie, Richie's wife as well. Uh, from my team, they're hanging out on the beach. So you guys have a wonderful day at the beach. We are in lovely merit. Enjoy <laughs> the beautiful sunshine and tournament. And i got to give a shout-out to my Aunt Denise, live from California, listening to this drill. I mean, wow. Aunt Denise, she used to come around, you know, I guess in the 70s. That's That was her heyday fan in the stands. She moved out to California. Uh, so she's California. listening live. Yeah. Hello, Anthony's. Thanks for chiming in. It is great how many people we actually do have listening all over that's the country. Absolutely. That's the beauty of this whole setup that we have here. You know, people who, amazing. who used to be part of the sport or a fan of the sport, whether they were casual or hardcore, can now listen from the comforts of their own home. No matter where they are, as long as you have Wi-Fi, <laughs> you can uh, pick this up anywhere in the country, in the world, really. Absolutely. I can tell you when I'm working. I, no, all right, here we go. Let's do it. West Hempstead Westerners. They ran some Westerners good sea hose at the, the line. 12.43. Go ahead, Ryan. Coming down the track. Got a little. He's on at the hydrant. A little fumble at the nozzle and a target. Not, not John, the best target hit. Yeah, like you said, they play it, fought a little bit with each other. But Johnny Parra was on. Right, but but the hose pretty good. Two point six three. Twelve sixty three. Nice run. Yeah, to, oh, coming up at 12.43 at the Hunter, which is the, well, not the fastest time. Fastest time this season. Line, the North Piston 12.41 by Central Islip. So, you know, West Hempstead, decent run there, 12.63. Again, a little bit of a fumble between Andrew and Craig, but didn't really, I don't, I don't know that it affected the target hit so much. You know, he was on in time. And there you go. The first 12 of the day goes to the West Hempstead Westerners. I did say that a record's going to go today at Hose. I think this water, uh, I don't know, you guys saw it in the first two teams. It looks like it has a little punch to it, or I wasn't up here for... Uh... Well, yeah, it looks pretty good. 462 was the number that was announced, Jay. And uh, team on the line right now, North Enders Pistonock is a team that could definitely play with that number. Absolutely. You know,
still hasn't gotten on the board. You know, we talk about the streak. I think it's too early to get that conversation going. We have five events left to run, and yeah, uh, we, got, know, we got enough so events. We'll give, we'll, we'll give them the do before we start doing that. But uh, you have the runner on it? Yeah, I do. Hold on. You know what? I'll make it easier. I'm going to send it to you. So you have it. It would be. It will be on the website. Hopefully tonight or tomorrow is going to be sent there. Actually, as I type right now. I think what we'll do, we'll give, uh, you know, we'll give like the first 10 teams this contest. Maybe at the end we'll do another 10 and we'll just, uh, we'll stretch it out a little bit. We'll build the suspense. Sell it. We'll sell it. That's right. Thank you, sir. Alright, North Lindy on the line. Here we go. Target yeah, that was a good job, man. They dropped him perfectly yeah. there. Ducky had to get to work. He got that nozzle on just in time. It was a good shot. Time for the pretty good. good. 1-2.67. 12.67. That is second. Him on the line. The Deer Park box. That is four one-hundredths of a second slower than the West Hampstead Westerners. 12.63. What do you think that Dud looked all right? Chris got on. Yeah, he looked like he did a little stumble there. The yeah, yeah he kind of tripped over the hose. A little poorly action going over the hose. Like Maybe he was trying. You never know. Slight impersonation. <laughs> All right, so I'm looking here. I have the I have the running order right here. And, uh, Ryan, you were right about the post entries. One through three are post entries this year. Okay. So there's nobody technically running one yet. <laughs> right? The next set of post entries happen at 24 through 27. And then, I, I, are post entries not after the last team yes, anymore? They are. They are oh, so it could be after the last team on the line. All right, so here we go. The team running number one in the 2015 state technically is running number four. And this year, that goes to the East Farmingdale Hares running number four. Uh, I'll run. I'll read off the first three. East Farmingdale Hares running four. Copenhagen Cubs running number five. Levittown Rebels running number six. Manhasset Lakeville Minutemen number seven. Those are your first four teams in the 2015 state drill. I'll continue with this list after the Deer Park Bucks run. Here come the Bucks. Haven't heard any of the major players. You said the tier A teams. You know, I don't want to slight anybody, but that's oh. just the way it is. Bucks kind of drifted to the middle of the road there, coming into the hydrant. Good drop, missed the hydrant. A little deep. Missed okay. the hydrant, but no water on the track, which is a good thing. They're keeping it dry. They're just going to finish up their shot. Yeah, it's definitely a little tight, man. Yeah, it looked like he was a little deep at that hydrant. Kind of drifted out to the uh, left side of the track on the way down. Yeah, I saw the same thing. You know, you see that a lot from up here. You get an advantage point. 15 That's the comment on the line. Hitchville Hicks. So East Farmingdale, Copenhagen, Levittown, Manhasset, Lakeville, the first four teams to go. Then we go Great, Great Bend Cobras are going to be running number eight. A lot of upstate teams getting into this. Is, uh, is this going to be their first state drill, the Great Bend Cobras, or did they run last year? No, they were there. They were at CI. They were at CI. No, first state drill. They ran, oh, they were, I see what you're saying. They ran, they ran a, a Gotcha, in 11. Yeah. Okay. They had the moonshine, I remember that. Come on now. The Spencerport Red Onions will be running number nine, and here we go. The first big player that I would put as a tier 8 team to run in the 2015 state drill in position number 10 
goes to the West Hempstead Westerners. Westerners, number 10. So there you go. They're the team. If you put the, you, you want to tier the teams, I don't think that's an insult. I think that's just how it is. You know, we can put these Absolutely. teams in different tiers. No, West Hempstead is a team that can run all English. That's, that's what it is. That's, that's, that's not, what it is. It wasn't what, sliding anything. No, right. We're that. going off their stats. We're going off their points. The West Hempstead Westerners are going to be the first big dog to run in the 2015 state. They're running number 10. There's about seven teams ahead of them. But they're going to be the team to set the bar. All right, here we go. Team stay drill. Yeah, this is Hicksville Hicks again. They're a little banged up this season. They had a little trouble. A little trouble with the hydrant. Looks like the slack man lost the hose, too. And, you know, you can see the dummy length in front of the nozzle there. You know, you want to get yeah. that dummy length out of the way. But they're running with guys in different positions. Again, Richie, yeah. I think Richie Smith's name banged up this year. He's their Five nozzle man. 15-44. He's got to be careful with that nozzle, Yeah, being a nozzle man, that's one of the things that bothered me the most was that someone left a dummy lane right yeah. in front of me. We was coming off the track. I don't know if you can see it, but he wet it off. He, uh, he wet the track pretty good. They got to they got to clear that off for the nozzle. The next nozzle guy. All right. So to recap, East Farmingdale has runner number four, which is essentially the first entered team. Copenhagen Cubs at five. Levittown Rebels at six. Manhattan Lakeville seven. Great Brent. Great Bank Cobras eight. Spencerport Red Onions nine. West Hempstead Westerners running ten. The first tier A team to be entered into the state. Uh, you know, to be mentioned in the state drill. After that, you go to the Seabreeze Indians at 11. Number 12, is this a tier A team? They're sure playing like they are this season. Number 12, I got the Lindenhurst Snails. Absolutely, that's a tier A team. So you got West Hempstead and you got Lindenhurst at the beginning of the pack at a 2015 state drill. You know, right now, how are you feeling if you're West Hempstead? What do you think they're thinking down there? They're thinking just, hey, put up your shot. Are they concerned? Are they happy? We can get someone to come up later from West Hempstead if, they, if possible. But I think I like number 10, personally. I don't know how you feel about it. I, I think if you're going to move ahead, I think Lindenhurst, with those kids, I think they want to run a three-man shot. Get it out of the way. Get it right out of the way. way. Yeah. Get it and, and those kids run a 640 or a 635, and they're going to be... You're back to the camp. That's interesting because you're back to the camp. Sit, relax. And start their deck. Yep. You, you talk about maturity. You talk about, you know, becoming the, the new team on the block kind of this year. They can run. they got a lot of young guys. Yes, it might do. be better for them to run yeah, with you don't want to be at the back of the pack and, and have, you know, pressure, right? a, yeah. bunch of, a bunch of 6-2s or 6-3s and say, yeah. all right, then you try to do more. Oh, no, no, the only, the line the only team that could do it is West Hempstead. None of the other teams that I mentioned have put it in the 6-4s at all. West Hempstead could be the only number that's ahead of them when they get to run. Who's on the line here? It's going to be. Yeah, the Lindenhurst Snails are on the line right now. It's a big shot for Lindenhurst. They have one point on the day. Here we go. They're coming down the track now. A little squirrely. Coming into the hydrant. Looks like a good job at the hydrant. Looks like he missed the stick. And now it's a half stick. The stick isn't even down all the way now, and the hydrant man doesn't notice it until now. Okay, he missed the stick on that. Looks like a good drop, though. Time for the sales. 16.01, 16.01. Next team on the line, the Copay Yellow Birds. Right, the Yellow Birds on the line. How many the Yellow Birds have? Yellow Birds got four and three-man ladder with a 6.37. They have not scored since then. But that was that's a three-man ladder time. That was. Turns that out was heads, didn't it? Yeah, I thought so. 
know, that's a, it was a good number. It was that's uh, that's got to be their best number they've run, uh, they've run in, the, what, I don't even know how long. Uh, yeah, a couple seasons. I mean, when, when Billy Hothen was running third man over there, they put up good numbers. You know, they've actually won the contest back in 2011. But, yeah, I would say the first best, their best time in a few seasons. Again, they've been taking points here and there in three-minute, but not with the 6-3. No, the 6-4, six, 6-5. Six, so, hey, that's a number that can play heavy. That, that is. In this Especially when Billy's yeah. running for us now and he put up a 6-5. I don't and, understand. And, yeah, and, and, and that's something you got to think about with, the, with their team. Funny. Their, their team that they're running with right now. You know, yeah. though it's, to run a time like that and you probably lost... No disrespect, but you lost Billy and you lost Vinnie Bogart, two of you guys that kind of built that team. Absolutely. From a motor, you know, and then motorized to start from going full fashion. And now you, you know, you, you're picking it up with your other players. It says a lot, you know. And that's a number. I mean, that's yeah. that's a good number. That's I mean, that's gonna play every week. I I will take that number every week. Yeah. Every week. Getting back to the uh, selection here, guys, if we can go back to that. You know, West Hampstead's runner number 10. Three teams from the 10 spot have placed top five, you know, going back through the archives. And like I said, Lindenhurst running number 12. Number 12 has produced three state champions. 1968 North Belmore Rinky Dinks, 1985 Yellow Hornets. Go Pigs on the line. They got the flag. Here we go. Don't cut me off, dude. Sorry. No, I'm okay. The 04 fine touch. Go ahead, Rob. Good my zone. Squirrely you know. coming into the hydrant. Yeah. Back a little bit. Jachi kind of fussing with that nozzle. Yeah, yeah, up now. He got it on in time, but yeah, a lot of steps by the nozzle. Yeah, by the looks, like he, was yeah. looks like he was back a little bit. 1379. Looks like the driver might have lost his line. The Selden Slowpoke. Got a little squirrely out of the hole. I saw that. You saw it coming into the yeah. break at the hydrant. Definitely might have affected them. The hydrant managed to take a lot of steps and. Uh, Know, regardless of what Chachi was doing up front, it didn't really affect him because you know the water wasn't there like it could have been. But that 1379 is fourth place right now. Fourth. Yeah, we got two 12s. To, to 63 by the Westerners first, 67 by the Pistonockers is second, and 1325 by North Belmore, and 1379 by the Copeg Yellowbirds. So like I was saying, spot number 12, which goes to the Snails, you know, the 68 Ringy Dinks, the 85 Yellow Hornets, and the 04 Flying Dutchman have all won from that 12 spot. Really? 04, we were 12, huh? Yeah, that's what it says on the archive site, sure. so, you know, that's, that, that was, um, that 04 tournament, that was... Wait, wait, we were main transit. Transit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was a good day. You guys, I think it was like 22 points. Islip kind of came back at the end. We were kind of, that. we didn't have our sea truck that year. We had Merrick sea truck, so we were kind of hit or miss. But, uh, yeah, that was a that was a good tournament up in main transit. It was good season, tournament. But I love main transit. I think that's a great facility. Yeah, yeah no doubt about it. So here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking I'm just going to go all the way to the next round of post entries with um, with our running order. I'm going to go up to 23. That's what I'm going to do. By the time C host is over, I will have uh, given you the first 23 teams. We lost something. Yeah, what I lose there? Uh, we got Selden's got the flag. They're on the line now. Okay. I hope it's not important. in the water. <laughs> Trying to look up here to see what that was. I don't know. Yeah, we're dealing with a little wind up here. It's all right. I got it all in my head anyway. Exactly. <laughs> here comes Selden down the track. To the hydrant. Oh, he missed the hydrant. Hydrant man looked like he was under the, under the adapter. 
slow post. 17.35, 17.35. Next team on the line, the Islip Wolves. You, you can also throw in that this state drill is going to be kind of like an upstate drill with the fact that we ran there once and they're repaving the track. Repaving it, yes. So now, everybody that that normal rich tournament that West Sable, Northland, or Hurst, we go to every year. Yeah. And if you're a driver or you, are, you run, you know that track. You just threw a whole new monkey wrench into it that everybody's going to have a, a pretty good even playing field. Right? Yep. When so are they, uh, unless, unless you practice it. When are they paving it? I believe the 15th of July. Wow. Yeah, it's next nothing, week. There's nothing else there until, I mean, Farmingville and Selden. I'm, I'm That's sure, interesting. That's I'm sure, definitely I'm sure if you could make your way in there to practice, practice. maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I have to say, they got to bring people down to practice put rubber on the track. So Right. Well, you have your, you have your normal uh, your normal teams that'll practice down there, but I'm sure there's going to be a few other that'll try to sneak in there. Sure. Maybe bribe a few officials, see if we can get down there from uh, Brookhaven Town. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you know, I, I hear all these tracks getting paved. I hear Hagerman, Central Isop a couple years ago, now Ridge. I, I would love to get Hempstead's track paved, man. we got to do something to get it out. But, but you know, it's, it's an incorporated village, and it comes down to money and funding. And, it always know, comes down issues. to money. You know, so how are these other districts doing it? You know, i got to uh, have a little conversation with some of the guys from these towns and see what we can do. So we've got ice up on the line now. Yeah, big shot for the Wolves coming up yeah. here. They have seven points. They've got the flag. they got seven points. Third place in the tournament. Let's see what they can do here. Maybe next year we can have a reveal party for this state. Ooh. As to generate funds for Hempstead track. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the Ice of Wolves this season. Right, here we go. Yeah, I just take it through. I thought I had something on their Seahose runs, but I don't. I apologize for that. But, uh, yeah, neat. an important shot here. they got to get back in the running here. They're going to need a big number to maintain, take, to overcome six points that they're down from the Hobos. Go ahead, Rye. Good run coming through the cones. Nice dive. He missed, right? He stumbled getting off the truck at the hydrant. Missed, wet the track a little bit. Not too terrible. Yeah, definitely a stumble coming off of the yeah, truck. Yeah, looks like he stumbled off the truck. <laughs> and then at the very end of that, day, the nozzle kind of blew off. The nozzle all blew the off. For the wolves, all the time. Just wet the officials on the right side yeah, of the track. Some of the hobos get wet over there. Some as of the hobos well. got <laughs> soaked as well. <laughs> you know, I've been noticing this with a couple teams now. They have some of the teams that are slapping at that handle. That handle's bouncing up on a couple teams. You know, yeah. it hasn't happened at a major point where there's been a good hookup at the hydrant. But something to keep an eye on as, as this event continues, that handle's been popping up. you got to really hold it down. It Absolutely. It almost looked like maybe they were a little deep, and it looked like Heavy Kev there tried to cut one of his steps in half. Right. And then just, you know, was past Mo the hydrant. Momentum took the, uh, took the better of him. All right, Selection Saturday continues. I just told you the Lindenhurst Nails are running 12. Here are the next couple of teams. we got the Merrick Buckeyes running 13 at the 2015 State Drill. 14 goes to the Car Place Frogs. 15, Rockville Center Woodlanders. The 16th team, I'd put them in that tier that can definitely uh, place top five. 16 goes to the Port Washington Roadrunners. The third team of, you know, what I would consider big dogs for the day. So West Hampstead at 10, Lindenhurst at 12. We just told you Port Washington running 16. Following the Port Washington Roadrunners is a team that could definitely be a monkey wrench team.
team. It's an upstate team. we got the Henrietta Old Henrys, a team that's been in and out of the Fab Four, 14 over the past few few seasons. They could run some three-man ladder, so watch out for Henrietta, runner number 17. And then, guys, you got to hear the next four teams after Henrietta. We'll get back to that after... Right after, uh, was this, East Isop? East Isop, yep. But right. I'm telling you, the next four teams, 18, 19, 20, and 21, we got a good group Ooh, of four. Oh, boy, it's back one. Back to back to back to back. Oh, boy, it's one. I will reveal that. You know, this is the same yeah, thing they, they do to you on bar wrestling. Right. <laughs> <laughs> They're about to show you the bar and they go to commercial. <laughs> You're hanging us here. Every word. It makes you stay tuned. <laughs> And East Isop's got the flag. East Isop, the state record holder in Seahose, 1193. But I don't think they're running with their A-team today. Is that what's going on? Yeah, who's hurt yeah. from, uh, from their host? You still got Eric hurt. And what is he on? Oh, he's a Nosme. Okay, so yeah, that's definitely a big issue. Go ahead, take it through, right? All right, coming down the track, nice and straight. Looks like he might have been moving deep on the cones. Oh, Hydraman went down. He didn't go down hard. He went down on his he's, rear end. Yeah, he did a baseball slide. Yep. He's uh, he's getting up. All right. He, he doesn't look hurt too bad. He's up. Looks like Tommy might have pushed those cones a little bit. Truck didn't look like it stopped. Overtime for the Douglas. Overtime. And see on the line will be the Baldwin Tomcats. Yeah, they're running. They're running with Matt Schmedley, who you know ran nozzle for Lindenhurst. Lot he is so you know the nozzle man is uh, experienced and then and they're putting it together they're, they're putting a team on the track with everything that's going on on this year with them it's good to see actually they ran everything today or they're gonna run it yeah they've run yeah. four four contests so far so uh, you I know they all run everything today again a little good bit of a little bit of a mishap at practice before I think the season season it began and so they're still dealing right with the right effects before, of that uh, right before the yeah. yeah. So the nozzle man was injured. Who else was injured in that? Nozzle right? digger or thrower? Uh, Chuck, Chuck, Chuck was hurt. Hydraman. Hydraman. Okay, so I mean, yeah, that's Brian Gick. Right. Mm -hmm. So get well soon, Guzzlers. Hoping everything's are you know gets well from that injury that took place earlier in the season. Of course, not referring to the shot. Everyone's fine, even though someone, even though the Hydraman slid there a little bit. I think his pride's more hurt than it. Yeah, does. exactly. That's the type of fall that it was. All right, so guys, here we go. The next four teams oh to run the state drill. 18, 19, 20, and 21. Running 18 at the state drill in 20. 2015, the East Isop Guzzlers. Running 19, the Central Isop Hobos. Oh boy. Running 20, the Hicksville Hicks. And running 21, your very own Northland and Hurst Pistonockers. Nice. So we got East Isop, Central Isop, Hicksville, Northland, the four in a row of teams that can run numbers. Obviously, Hicksville Hicks, I don't know if I put them in that tier A, but I'll put East Isop, Central Isop, and North Lindy in that tier A. Hicksville is definitely a monkey wrench team, but they can, they, I, 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 tier B, I guess I would say, you know, not to be insulting, but they, I don't know that they can run all eight like those other three teams can run all eight, but they definitely right. can run at least four or five yeah, of them. They're top of that tier Yeah, oh, no, they are. Exactly. Completely agree with you. And I believe know. they got Westbury on the line. They got the flag. Baldwin. Baldwin. Is that Baldwin? I'm sorry, I can't see that far. Baldwin, all right. Yeah, they got the Baldwin blue out there. Coming down the track, nice and straight. Off the hydrant. He's on. Had to run a little bit. Oop, had to come back to the coupling. Oh, wash at the nozzle. It's like the breaker kind of over over uh, all the time, the nozzle. All the time. That was actually the first blow at the nozzle all day. Yeah. Team on the line of West I, I think you're right. I think you're right. It's pretty dry up top. 
It's always yeah. nice when it's dry on top of the nozzle. Amen. And that's where, you know, the argument for running earlier. You know, if you had to make a choice about where you want to run in the state drills, teams would argue, hey, let's run early. Now, Her Hicks Hicksville. Yeah. Hicksville, who's going to be running number 20 in the state. Like right after Resize up and after Resize up. Might be the top, like you said, of that tier, tier B. B uh, yeah. But in those events, they can run. Oh, they're not tier B, they're tier A. Exactly. Totally. Exactly. They can run B ladder. They can put together a 5 1, 5 2, and that's money. You know? So. That's right. When we talk about those tier A and tier B teams, you know, right. there's three events that make them in that are in the tier A. Right, absolutely. Where that could be, you running, you can see four monster shots in an efficiency ran right there in a row. And, and, then, and you could be that team sitting there with first place. Yeah. And four teams later, you're in fifth place. You know, you, know, you talk about Lindenhurst Nails. That's how they run a 640 in three-man ladder. They're in first place. You know, you got 18, 19, 20, 21, East Ice, Central Ice, and Pixel North Lindley. <laughs> you're right. You get all these, these four teams run. Now, all of a sudden, you're fifth when you were first. So I like that. you got a good group, a good foursome right there. And it's before that second group of post entries. Just to finish up, and I'll stop after these two, 22 are going to be the Ellesmere one. Wanderers, 23, the Hempstead Yellow Hornets, and then we go into a break of post-entries, teams 24 through 27. So, to review, we'll go Tier A teams. West Hempstead's at 10. Lindenhurst is 12. I'll go Tier A and Tier B. Then we have Port Washington at 16, East Islip 18, Central Islip 19, Picksville 20, North Lindy 21. If the Spats brothers come out and play, I'll throw the yellow one. It's in there at 23 for some, you know, monkey wrench events. But that's what we have in the first half of the 2015 state drill. Haven't mentioned a few teams yet. No, you have not. Haven't mentioned a few teams no. yet. We'll get to that in B-Hose. And it looks like the Westbury Turtles have given the uh, yeah. flag. Yes, they have. Here we go. Track, nice and straight. Into the hydrant. Ooh, good hit at the hydrant. Nozzle. Decent target hit. Not a bad overall looking run. Time for the turtles. 1 2.78. 1278. 1278. Came out of line the Port Washington Roadrunner. That's a great number there by the Westbury Turtles. That's third place right now. Third. The third 12 of the day. We have a 63 by West Hempstead, 67 by North Lindenhurst, 1278 now by the Westbury Turtles. Fourth and fifth. Here we go. Fourth place North Belmore, 1325. Your hosts trying to grab a point or two. And then the Copeg Yellowbirds with a 1379. So the time's starting to come down. We're starting to round out the top five. 1379 by Copeg is the number. We've got a lot of teams coming. You know, we talk about that four team in a row at the state drill. We have three, three right three now. Right here coming up now. CI and West Sayville. And then, you know, even New High Park a little bit after that. Absolutely. Especially CO's. And I forgot to mention it. You know, we're talking about lucky number 17 in the state drill. 17 has produced nine top five finishers. If I'm the Henrietta All Henrys right now, <laughs> I'm thinking this could be the year. This could be coming the year. The top state five. team takes it. That'd out. be great. It'd be a great Cinderella story. Hey, and it, last year, six and a half points was for the place. New High Park. If you get Henrietta grabbing some ladder points, you know, they three men, they can hold their own. B ladder, they need a couple teams to maybe miss a little bit that 5-5-5-6 five, 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 range to score. You threw a you couple know? of big teams that are going to be running. Yeah. And it's a team that hasn't gotten their number yet, that if they run ladders like they run ladder tonight. That's, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, read between the lines there, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, again, a lot of big dogs haven't been mentioned. 
A lot of big dogs have been mentioned in that top half of that drill, with those four teams going back to back to back to back right there. That's where I'm going to stop. We'll continue with the list in B-Hose. We'll continue with the second half of the selection Saturday. But right now we have a good contest running and shaping up as yes, we go we Port do. Washington, CI, and West Sayville. Port Washington, one point on a day with a 564. Finished second place overall last year at this tournament, 21 and a half points. All right, and Port's been given the flag. You like 21, Dudley? I do. Tiki Barber. The 2006 Yellow Hornet trend, 21. Take it for what it's worth. Ford's coming down the track now. Nice and straight. Into the hydrant. Got it on. Got it on. Got the nozzle on. Yeah. A little bit of a watch right. A little right. bit of watch yep. the target. Looked like he was a little low, a little right. Is it a 12? Time for the Roadrunners. 12.67. Wow. Washed away a heavy. Wow. He ran a line. He centralized up the hobos. That, that, that was a two-tenths walk. Yeah, at least. Yep. At least. It's, that's tied with North Lindenhurst for second now. It's tied for second. So we got Swift 63, 267s. That's going to bump out. Westbury, excuse me, not bump out. Bump Westbury down. 1278's fourth. And then that 1325 is going to be fifth place now. Do we get five twelves today? I think that's an easy uh, thing, you know. 1259, in case you're wondering, is the fastest time ever to not score in Sea Hose. 1259, yeah, that goes to the not score. That's Ice and Wolves and like Hempstead in 09, somewhere around there. Oh, of course that'd be Hempstead, you know. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, you know, we can have it here. It can happen. You know, I, I would like those 12 sevens and sixes that we just heard to be a little bit quicker, you know, to play with that 12 five. That is a really, really good sea truck corner right now. Good sea ladder today. Yeah, it was good. Uh, seeing some really good COs today. 924, fifth place in C ladder today, along with three eights. And now it looks like we're going to get to 12 to five twelves. We'll probably get to seven or eight twelves, I would yeah. think. You know, with the teams that are still left to run. So we talked before about not many eights being run in tonight's C and three. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, the, in C hose, you know, something we can keep an eye on. You know, just going at the uh, stats from this tournament. New High Park has a chance today to. Uh, to take over the most Seahose victories at the North Belmore Invite. That's tied with Patchogue, four apiece. All right, the Hobos have been given the track. New I Park a few teams away right now, like you just heard it. Hobos on Here the line. Here we go, Hobos on the line. Hobos in second place to West Sable, 13 to 9. They're down four. Gonna need to put up a number here to regain those four points. Coming down the track. Like a good drop at the hydrant. He's on. He had to run a lot at the nozzle. Oh, he washed. You were right. You called it right. He, he had, had to run Ryan, a lot. Ryan ran a lot more than I thought. Than I'm used to seeing him run. Yeah. That's why the nozzle blew up. They dropped, like. they dropped him back a little bit. He had to run to get there. He couldn't get it on. Set the line for the hobo. 16.94. 1694. Next team on the line, the West Sabre Flying Dutchman. Doug, you have a better eye for this. Danny Jackson drive it like he normally does there? Or was there was that driver error, or was it more... You know, I, I, I'm thinking about his run from the hunted drill, and it was kind of almost the same. That's like kind of... That's how they do it, then. Same. No, I, I, I don't know if he's always normally that back, but... I, yeah, I watched, I watched him run from the hunted drill from the north side of the track by, like, the gate. And I was like, thought to myself that 
I'm like, wow, they're kind of back. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't think that they ran that much. Yeah. But looking at that, that would kind of looks like the same. Well, run. you almost kind of have to play that game with four six two water here at Merrick. You know, yeah. you don't have the time to run, even with yeah. the sea truck. Especially, and you know what? Brian brings up a good point. Like, you know, comparable water time at Hempstead's track. You know, Hempstead, and, and you run the same kind of water, same run. I mean, they're basically the same pump here, so you're yeah. basically right. getting the same thing. I think Hempstead was designed after this pump when they originally designed. Well, there you go. And I'm assuming that it, uh, it motor pump, it probably doesn't have such great water. Yeah, there you go. It's got all that pressure, not the uh, not the volume. Never get one of those tracks. The perfect world. Right. There needs to be like a button. Just push it <laughs> right. out. Now, yeah. now you got volume. Right? Yeah, I exactly. Think, I right. think Ridge is, if you're going to go yeah. over all the best yeah. Yeah. of yeah. both worlds, it's as, as far as, as far as hose goes. I don't know about yeah. efficiency. All the hose races right. goes. That's the thing. Efficiency, I don't think it has that, that yeah. push. You know what I mean? But like it equals out. Yeah. Yep, you can, yep. All of them. We're going to equal out one track. All right. West Sable's been given the flag. Swan, if you want to call this one. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, I hear you, man. No problem, Ryan. Ryan doesn't want to uh, malurky his team, so I'll take over the reins to pull play by play here. It's difficult for me to watch. Uh, I, I hear you. I bro. used to be I riding this truck. Yeah. <laughs> Long time, what? Slack man, anchor man, is that what your position was? Yeah, I was yeah. slack for the past uh, 15 years. Giving it up, huh? Saving the knees there, and uh, I got carted off the track in the <laughs> last year, so. <laughs> West Sable, the door is open to take a huge lead. You hear him coming down the track. They go through the cone lines. Let's see what Mikey Mara does. He's off and running towards it. He misses. He clicked it against the uh, the adapter. And it's not going to be a time that places in the top five today for the West Sable Flying Dutchman. Looks like he just banged it against that adapter. And yeah, he just missed. Yeah. All right, I'm bailing out. i got to go. Uh, All right, Dudley's going to go play the rest of the day. Nice talking with you, man. And I, I look back up later if you want. Flying Dutchman, 14.46. I look forward to seeing what the numbers are. That's the amount of lines Thanks, of Eric Buckeye. Send me some text later. I want to hear uh, how you guys feel about 21. So. Dudley Moran's going to go back and uh, play the racing game with Piston Knockers. You're listening to uh, Anthony Simone, Juan, Yellow Hornets, Ryan Hugan in, West Sable Flying Dutchman, Jay Podolsky, the Roslyn Highlanders, and now currently at the Boulder, uh, excuse me, Belmore Ballbreakers. So that's uh, who's on top of the arch. Selection Saturday's been brought to you. The top half has been mentioned. We'll get to the bottom half when we get back from Mijos. One thing I'd like to get into is uh, we've talked all this sports talk around for a couple of years is reseeding. Ooh, ooh. So you reseeded in the midst of the tournament, right? So wow. based on how many points you have, that could listen to be an exciting final five. I like right? it. I'd say the last five events. That's my personal ooh, I mean, I, I think it's fantastic. So explain how this would work. So after yeah. after we get to Seahos, right? Whoever has the most points after Seahos will run dead last. You're running last. And then Reverse it, order of the points. And it goes from there. Only the top eight. So does it reseed every event? Every event. Every event? Every event. And only the top eight. Otherwise, you run your normal position. I mean, you think about that for a minute. That would make for some really entertaining racing. But it's, it's, it's old school thought versus new school thought. You right. know, maybe some of the new guys would be like, hey, that'd be great. The old school guys never go for it, in my opinion. I would like so to they, they would need a lot of convincing. You maybe know? try it at the Hunter. Yeah, well, we've done There you go. We've done That's not a bad idea, because that's kind of what the Hunter drill has kind of become. Well, I'll get back to that in a minute. We have right now, who's this Merrick Buckeyes on the track, I believe? Down the track. Got over there. It's a slow run here in New Cal Water in the hose. Yep. So 
guard is up on your right. Nope, it's all good. Tonight. He's got he's got some some talent. Yeah. Uh, we'll see if he can light it up and be host. But, uh, he, he's actually he's like uh, he's got some talent. Hope we hope we get to see it in Bo's. Watch them in practice. Get to see them uh, every week. But we actually practice with them on the same night. So excellent. So before we get back to what we were talking about before, Jay, the New High Park Termites are on the line right now. They have four points on the day, but they've won Sea Hose at the North Belmore Invite four times. And that is tied for the most ever at this tournament with, with the Patchogue 40 teams. So with the first place shot right here, New High Park can take over the most Sea Hose victories at this drill, if that's something you're interested in. Just a little stat I'll throw out at you. If they want to do it, they have to be to 1263 by the West Hempstead Westerners, which is holding up first place right now. It's doable. It's doable. Oh, yeah, they could run now, no doubt about it. That's definitely in their wheelhouse. We'll see what they do. But get back to what you're saying. Reseeding. I mean, think about that. I like that'd reseeding. Be a, that'd be pretty cool. That would be really cool. You know? Think about that. You're coming down to buckets. you got two or three teams that could win it. You put up your shot. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the next I, team I, goes just rapid fire. I don't, I don't the last team's got the shot to win yeah. it all. You know, it's, and, it, and it comes down to everyone sitting there watching that last three yeah. bucket team. Yeah, right. bucket team Termites have the track. Here yeah. we go, guys. And I like the idea of maybe doing it at the Hunter, because what we did this year was the reverse order of the uh, state drill from last year. We did it the past two years. Anyway. Termites coming down the track. Nice and straight. Stop it at the hydrant. Looks like a good drop. He's yeah. on. Here we go. He's got to run to the nozzle. He's on. Get it on. That's good. First place. Hey! You had time yelling at what's the Sorry. official though? Time for the termites. One two point four four. Twelve forty four. I do believe that's first place, correct? That is There we go. So the new High Park Termites in position to take over the, the, the lead in CEO's all-time at the North Belmore Invite. Uh, 12.44, first place, 63 by West Hempstead's now in second. We're going to have a tie for third and fourth between the Piston Knockers and the Roadrunners with that 12.67. Good Sea Hose Day, that 12.78 by the Westbury Turtles is holding in for one, one point, point right now. Fifth, yeah. Still got the Bayshore Redskins second runner number. Saveville, Car Place, Farmingville, and Manhattan going to be uh, closing out the Sea Hose contest today. I got a text from Matt Spinelli. He said, no reseeding. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, is that, is that for the hunter or for the state? Because, <laughs> uh, you know, we've used the Joe Hunter drill as a litmus test of a couple things. The other thing we did last week, we uh, we made it so that the radio broadcast was was heard by the uh, people in the crowd. I like For that. the motorized contest. I only, actually did so. like that. I thought that was... Uh it was yeah. cool. It, it was a different dynamic. Me being a commentator, you know, being on the radio, it was a little weird for having the crowd being able to hear what I'm saying. You look, it's almost like you bite your tongue. Not that we haven't ripped people apart. You know, we're not about doing that. But, you know, you, you kind of, <laughs> you're a little you more, check you're a little more PC. You know, I like to get animated and be loud up here. But with, when I know they can hear me, I feel like I'm annoying them. Like right. they want to have a conversation with each other <laughs> rather than listen to us. Just looking at the score sheet, that was yeah. one heck of a shot by yeah. New White Park. That yep. puts them right back in this tournament. Yeah, well, I could potentially give them nine points. Nine points. Yeah, with CI missing, which not going to get anything. Which would be tied, and, tied for second. I mean, CI is not, stays where yeah, it is. That's right. I mean, CI is not getting anything. Wet Sable's not getting anything. Islip's not getting anything. This tournament's really going to tighten up, and New York Park's going to be right in that mix. They're going to be tied for second. Frog's coming down. Frog's coming down all over the road on the way down. Oh, I'm sorry, this is not. 
the tub. Save him. Sorry, man. It's a white truck. I got water in the hose here. This could be a good number. Actually, did was there a little bit of a mess? I didn't. I wasn't paying attention. I'm sorry. Uh, coming, watching the track. coming down the track, he was all over. Okay. I think he lost some cone time. I, I forgot Bayshore's not running the sea truck today, guys. Forgot about that from earlier. Yep. Yeah, Brian's out here. Yeah. And in, uh, and in the time for the blue game. Day. I would love to see. One three point eight seven thirteen eighty seven. Next team on the line is the Car Place Frog. Put them in the mix, it would be even better sea truck tag. Because they, they can run sea line of COs. Yeah. Yes, that's absolutely. You know, and you have all your... You talk about 512s today, and, you know, East Islip missed. Uh, West Sable. West Sable missed. CI. July Islip missed. I mean, yeah. you got a lot of teams that could run these numbers. And then Bayshore wasn't even here. Snails missed. Bayshore didn't run their number. Hicksville's running with a bunch of guys who are hurt. Yellow Hornets could run hoses if they, you know, the dispatch guys going out there. So, Ice Wolfsmith, I don't know if I said that or not. So, uh, you know, we're, we're approaching that mid-season. I get that mid-season feel of this tournament. You yes. know, it's normally county's weekend. Now we're doing a major motorized here. I kind of like it. I, I am kind of, I mean, the crowd today shows yeah. you that the change in the schedule might is working. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's stuff we're trying to do now, the better tournament, better for hosts, and uh, so far, hopefully, this is, uh, well, this is also that, uh, that that crossover tournament right, where yeah. Nassau and Suffolk points. And so. it's good, and, and it's nice to actually run against Suffolk teams and both the Nassau and vice versa. Absolutely. Yeah, it was a good change this season, and hopefully we'll see that continue in the future, and especially at this track. I mean, the, the facility here, so it's really nice. It is nice. It, you know, throw some trees maybe along that fence line, make it even nicer. That's what you need, a little more shade, I think. So throw some trees behind that, uh, the all places on the line. They got, they got the flag. Can they run a 12:78? Get in the mix here. Don't know what that team record is. Coming down the track, nice and straight. But it's to the hydrant. Oh, he was a little deep at the hydrant. Right past it. Yeah, deep in a fishtail. You scared? You saw that handle pop up. Yeah. And the nozzle man. I don't think he's got the hose up. The nozzle like that. No, he just got it on. He just line. got it on the last second. Time for the frogs. 15.43. Next team on the line, the Farmingdale Bandits. So, so what's the argument, Jay, against reseeding? I mean, the other team, let's say you're running 10. You're number 10. You're the first of the tier A teams to go. You're winning the tournament going into buckets. Do you want to run before everyone else? I mean, it might be added pressure. Now, if you're running last, and now you know you got a time to beat. That plays with you a little bit. I think, although it comes back to what we said before, most people don't, it shouldn't make a difference where you run. But right, I guess, right. you know what, it gives you, I guess, it gives you a reward for being better. Yeah. You know, I guess it gives you, for being a better team, gives you more of a reward, I, I would say. You know, I always just, I like to tinker with stuff a little bit. Yeah, I know. Try, I try know. to move stuff around and just to... you got to make it interesting. But I, I think mean, for our fan base, fan it base, be, that's it. Yeah, it's yeah, got yeah, it's yeah, a, it's a spectator it's sport. The fans would win. The fans would definitely be the winner. Absolutely. And I even think the end of a state tournament, you coming down to the last five teams, and the, the, the stands are packed. Uh, everyone, yeah, no, everyone's it's cheering. Right. It's loud. It would it's be exciting. It would, be, right? it would definitely be a cool thing. Absolutely. You know, like in 2000 when we ran, uh, when I was in Roslyn, we took fifth. We actually ran at the end, and it, we had all the people down there. And just to listen to it yeah. when you get on the line, because at yeah. that drill, anyone had a chance. 2000 yeah. drill, the five, top five, yeah. all had a chance to Yeah, there was, to a lot, there was like six, seven teams that could have done it. Yeah. It was an incredible feeling with the, everyone sitting there. If you're running two, everyone's yeah. lined up in the back with yeah. the run buckets. So. I mean, I'll even go back to the 09 state drill. You know, you guys ended up winning it, but I still had a chance. 
guys obviously mm-hmm. had a chance. And, um, I, I, there was another team. I was in New White Park, maybe in 09, who had a shot at winning or watching. Or oh, the Wolves. I'm sorry. Wolves. The Wolves. Wolves. I, mean, I mean, so if you put us at the, the final four teams to go, I mean, we had 15. Right. The Wolves had 15. The track is clear. They got the flag. Who is this? I can't see. Farmingo Bandits. Bandits have the track on the way down. Way out in the middle of the road, bringing it back towards the hydrant. He missed. I missed. Yep. Missed the hydrant. Misses the hydrant. The, uh, I'm intrigued by it, Jay. I mean, it'd be. It's again. Do the teams want to do it? Do the old school guys want to do it? Hello, Ryan Murphy. Thank you for that. The bandits. One three point nine one with a penalty. Interesting. That's the first cone penalty I've heard all day. That's it. I haven't heard one all day. Farmingville Bandits. Farmingville Bandits. Go figure. We get a number over there. Well, if I remember correctly, I do believe Farmingville's. That's the that's the brand new C truck, correct? Yes. Right? Isn't that brand new this year? It looks like it looks good. Right? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I yeah that's yeah, that is that's yeah. a brand new one this year. So it's uh, obviously it's working it's and running, running. right. It, it, it ran a good number at the Hunter Drill too, if I remember correctly. That cool, good stuff, man. Yeah, it looks good. You know, 13.91, and that was with uh, you know Mr. Hydrant. Uh, uh, yeah, right? it was a little deep. A little deep, and then uh, you know. Good target hit at the other end, though, but 1391. It's so. got a roll cage around this seat. Yeah, I know. You see that? It's different. It's got, a, it's got a kind of a Louis shape to it, a little more boxy, I would say. Well, I believe Louis actually he? started it. Oh, okay. He's, he started it, and the guy took, that took over for Louis finished it. Okay. That's yeah, so I was just going to say. That's the first half Louis. Half Louis. Half Louis. Half Louis uh, I forgot, I forgot <laughs> to give the guy's name. I, it's, I can't recall it right now. The hybrid. The Louis right. hybrid, I guess. We'll yeah, call I was going to say, did Louis Rapone, did he have an apprentice? Did he have someone learning? He had somebody learning yeah, right before. Right, right at the end, yeah. Because, you know, he, I mean, you talk about guys who have impacted the sport, you know, non-racing. Oh, I don't think oh, so. there's anybody oh, bigger than right. him. The guy who hasn't raced, you think of Lord Stanley in the Stanley Cup, you know. He's named after a guy who didn't even play. I mean, yeah. he had Louis Riboli trucks. He's had such an impact, but never actually ran anything. Who's this? Manhasset? Yeah. yeah. All right, Manhasset's got the truck. Remember when this truck came out, it, it, it was for the unveiling, I, yeah. like, 98. I mean, uh, we were all like, whoa. You know, the Manhasset Lakeville truck, it was awesome. And it's run some shots. Pete with that helmet, too. Yep. Yeah. I was trying a lot of good numbers. State record and see hose, 1209, a bunch of state records. And yeah, here comes Preston. the minute, man. What are you with the hydrant? He's off. Let's see what Stan does. That's our school. A little bit of a wash to the right. A little bit of a wash. A little right of the target. Does it throw see. a monkey wrench into this Let's tournament? 1278's a fifth place time to beat. Time for the minute, then. 13.39. Not gonna do it. Yeah, I don't know if it was uh, such a great hydrant stick time. No. You know, I don't know if the uh, the approach was as fast as they're used yeah. to. With yeah, the truck and everything. I, yeah, I don't know what their cone time was, but it looked the transition between the cone and the hydrant looked a little slow. Oh. All right. So that's gonna do it here, guys. This tournament is really tightening up. Yes, it so did. We're, we're gonna have New High Park get first place with five points. That's gonna bring them up to nine. New High Park, like I said before, they have now won Seahose at this tournament more than any other team since 1998, since this tournament began. So wow. they passed the Patchogue 40 Thieves. They break the four to four tie. That's right, Patchogue 40 Thieves. Well, that's from the past right there. That's for sure. So they're gonna get five points, 12.44. So then after that, we go to that 12.63 by the West Hempstead Westerners. That's a big
big shot for West Hempstead. They've been running pretty good, very good, I should say, CEOs over the past few weeks. 12.43 at the Hunter, now at 12.63. Move the equipment. Okay, we'll get the official word right. from And that is the end of CEOs. Yeah, we'll get the official word from uh, our announcer, and I'll compare my notes with his. Yeah, I, that's going to be a North Lindenhurst and Fort Washington tie. They're going to get two and a half each. Right, so you do third place plus, plus fourth place. Right. Yeah, so you do three plus two, which is five, divided by two. And that's 12.78 by the Westbury Turtles. It's going to hold up for one point. The completion of the Seahawks contest in first place with five points. Divide Park Termites. Second place with four points. The West Hempstead Westerners. Third and fourth are tied between North Lindenhurst and Fort Washington with two and a half points. And in fifth place, the Westbury Turtles with one point. So the North Lindenhurst Pistonhawkers scoring streak, which dates back to 1978. It continues. Will continue. That's the, something to note every time they score a point. You know, Absolutely. It's, it's an impressive streak. They've scored a point every tournament they've attended since 1978. To think about that. That's, that's, that's a, a streak. The streak continues. So is that 37 years? Yeah, yeah. 36 years? Yeah, the year I was born. So time. 37 seasons, you know? So... And obviously, you know, it, it, it's something of note. I, you know, obviously them scoring points, they, they have their, their their sights are set a lot higher than just scoring points. Points, exactly. Yeah, it's it's note. It's something to note when they do score. So, but it's something you want to keep going. Like, yeah, yeah, of yeah, course. You know, it, it, you come if you come down to that bucket. You, yeah. That's you're gonna have that on your back. You know, <laughs> and there's a lot of people. Um, Okay, so we're going to uh, take a little break here. Uh, when we come back, you know, uh, West Haven's got 13. we got CI with 9. New I Park now with 9. Oh, Islip with 7. Those are the top four. We'll listen to the 2015 North Belmore invite. We'll be back with the second half of the running order. Selection Saturday. We'll be back in a few. After completing four events, the total points are West Hempstead, six, North Lindenhurst, two and a half, Lindenhurst, one, Yellowbirds, one, Isla Bulls, seven, Westbury Turtles, one, Fort Washington, three and a half, Central Islip, nine, West Sable, 13, New High Park, five, and Bayshore, four.
we have a correction to two of the scores. My apologies. I said the Copac Yellowbirds have one, they have four. And New Hyde Park has nine. Have you been looking for the perfect technology solution for your apparatus? Streetwise turns tablet computers into powerful, full-featured MVCs. And unlike smartphone apps, Streetwise is a live, fully networked, enterprise-grade software package that functions just like the more expensive laptop MVC, but is CAD-independent and at a fraction of the cost. Don't settle for less than the best. Check out the online video demonstration today at www.streetwisecadlink.com. Streetwise CADLink, the mobile response software that just works. How old is your fire department thermal imager? Thermal imaging technology is changing as quickly as your smartphone, and the time has come to upgrade your TIC. Coastal Fire System is the exclusive thermal imaging distributor of New York State drill teams. It offers the full line of Scott, ISG, and FLIR cameras. Coastal is a one-stop shop for the best brands, so start the upgrade process with the longest-running sponsor of New York State drill teams. Camera servicing also available. Check out Coastal Fire System on Facebook, or give them a call at 631-661. 7515. Integrated Wireless Technologies is proud to be part of the 2015 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative. It offers the full line Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom radio solutions, licensing assistance, and top-notch service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. With over 60 years of experience in the fire and rescue business, Nassau Fire Apparatus is known to be the leader in the industry. They are vehicle and equipment distributors who provide products, parts, maintenance, repairs from coast to coast. People working in Nassau Fire not only sell the products and services, but also work in the industry in EMS and as firefighter volunteers. You won't find a more dedicated and experienced team to align with than Nassau Fire Apparatus. Visit them online at www.nassaufire.com for more information. 2016 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 20th and 21st at the new location, the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. It's bigger and better, with many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product lines and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Jolly Tinker Hose Company is the new source for the best racing hose available. Each length is designed to withstand the demands of FD Racing. Colored hose and double jackets now available. For more information, call 516-322-6366. Jolly Tinker Hose Company, we have tight hose. If you experience any damage due to fire, flooding, wind, or mold and need help, contact SOS Emergency Services. SOS is an exclusive emergency mitigation company for New York State drill teams. It's family owned and firefighter operated. SOS has a friendly working arrangement with all insurance companies, so call 631-486-7979. SOS Emergency Services for the right help in your time of need. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State drill team racing as they celebrate their 42nd year of publishing their honor to be the official publication and online coverage of New York State drill teams. Look for ongoing coverage and Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
The Inn at New Hyde Park, Long Island's premier catering facility is the first choice for weddings, parties, and corporate events. Owned and operated by local families and firefighters, it sets the standard for supreme service, gourmet cuisine, and style. The Inn's restaurant, Bossery 214, takes you on a culinary road trip through Europe with our world-renowned chef and an unmatched international beer menu. To book your next event or to celebrate after a tournament, go to www.innatnewhydepark.com or brasserie214.com. Open table or Facebook or call 516-354-7797. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products that use rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631-777-5170 or visit HighTechFireNewYork.com. Patty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course, those famous Patty's Wings. The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola. And SDI is the company behind its game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments, including Central Islip, to solve the challenge of accounting for members to respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident. The proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Bill Fox Company has been in business for over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchman, Hobos, Wolves, and Yellow Hornets. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. Coastal Fire System is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams. Coastal is your one-stop shop for all you SCBA and fire equipment needs. Scott Airpack, cylinders, RIT I will be beginning with the hose contest. Gas detectors, high exposures. State record for the hose is 7.55. Nobody knows what system is. First team on the line will be the ringing the host of this tournament. Okay, we are back on the air with B-Ladder. Actually, B-Hose, I apologize. B-Hose. Yeah, got quite the uh, tournament brewing here, gentlemen. Yes, we do. Dutchman F-13, Hobos and Termites both with nine. We have the Ice Wolves with seven. West Hampton's getting back in the mix with six. And then we have four by Copeg and four by Bayshore. I said six before the break. I meant to say four. That was a mistake. They did not run their sea truck today. Okay, so while B-Hose is going on, we'll bring you the action live. We're also going to be uh, unveiling the final half, the second half of the running order of the 2015 State Drill to be held in just five weeks from today. And North Belmore has the track. Here we go with B-Hose. The average time to win B-Hose at this tournament, 7.84. West Hempstead, 7.55. State record was run here at this drill two years ago. Try to get some handle times here. And I believe the track record 752 by Patrick at the 01 State. Here we go. 
Water in the hose. Nozzle on. Oh, bang. That's a good shot there by North Belmont. What do you got? That was a really that's good seven. shot. You got the seven, Mo? Uh, I'm going to rig it in 8.07. No. You know, close. Seven. I had 8.10. I think the handle's a little bit slow. Sorry, I missed it. New watch. I got, I'll get it this time. So, North Bell running some decent hoses today. 13.25 and an 8.07. Didn't take any points with that 13.2, but maybe that 8.0 holds up. Who knows? Again, keep talking about mid-season form. A lot of these teams showing that today. The numbers are showing it today. Uh, and here we go. We got a uh, line now. West Hampstead? West Hampstead. And this is a big shot. Big shot. Six points. Again, dealing with some nagging injuries this year was that climber, Craig. Uh, now we're, you know, getting into their, their, their bread and butter events. I mean, the, these guys are an excellent host team. Johnny Poirot running your hydrant. Greg Hayes, I believe, is going to be back running nozzle today. I know Pat Cloudman, that nozzle man, had a little bit of an issue with his appendix. Had to have some surgery. I hear he's doing okay. He might right. be doing some motor pump today. Not sure about that, but, um... We'll hope everything works out with yeah, that. Yeah, but we'll see how... You know, Craig's run nozzle for years, so putting him back running nozzle is not an issue at all. i got to check my, uh, my text with Andrew Brom. I was talking to him last night. It was my Adam Schechter for the West Because Kevin Connell was hurt due to motor pump. 
shout out to you, Pete. Oh, we got water in heaven. Get a little bit. Still in the sevens? Seven, seven, eight. Eight point one two. Eight twelve. Maybe watch seven ninety seven. Yeah, I've had the same issue in ladders today. It's alright. Don't worry about it. It's all part of the game, man. <laughs> Way off on these numbers. It's tough to hit the button. It's tough to hit the watch from up here. It's just definitely it's hard. Yeah, it's hard to see the star line. Yeah, All right, let's get back to Selection Saturday, shall we? Let's so, do it. So Come I, on. I left off. We t I told you that. East you know what I'm waiting for. Come on. Man. I know what you're waiting for. <laughs> Henrietta got the lucky number 17. Nine teams have placed from the 17th position. Then it goes East Islip, Central Islip, Hicksville, North Lindy. You got four teams in a row right there. Ellesmere at 22. Hempstead Yellow Hornets at 23. That's where we left off. 24, 5, 6, and 7 are post entries. All right, now the next couple now of teams. 28. Let's 28. Go. The first team after the post entry. From what I could find, only one team is placed running the first team after the post entries, that being the 86 Yellow Hornets again. The, ra the records are not fully written on the website. But anyway, 28 Point, Pe point Pleasant P pickers. There you go, Point Pleasant. Point can Pleasant. they, can they place go. from the first team after the post entry? 29 is going to be the Clayton Calumets. 31 is going to be the Selden Slowpokes. Well, let me cut you off there. Two marks on the line. They got the flag. Here we go. Down the track. The truck fished, but he got it up. Had to run a lot for the nozzle. Uh, they never broke it. Water through the dummy lake. That's never good. Yep, water through the dummy lake all over the B ladder patch. Yeah, it's never C good. C ladder patch, three man ladder patch, whatever you want to call it. Probably going to be an overtime, though. Probably. All the time for the box. All the time. Alright, so back to what I was saying. You know, point, uh, 28 Point Pleasant, 29 Clayton, 30 is Selden, 31 Brentwood, 32 Main Transit, Slowpokes, running team number 32. Um, Main Transit, obviously, you know, could take points, buckets, motor pump a few years ago, I believe. 30, uh, what do we got? 33 is going to be the Farmingville Bandits. And here we go, 34 and 35. We got back to back with two teams that I would consider Tier A, maybe a high Tier B and a Tier A. Team number 34, Freddy. The New I Park Termites running 34. They're going to be followed immediately right by the Iceland Wolves at 35. 34 and 35. Termites and Wolves. So you want to look at those two right there? You know, it always happens when you get these teams running in pairs. Yeah. I feel like it always happens. You, get the you, always, you always get groupings. Right next to each other. So we have interesting groupings with that group of four. You know, Team 18 to Team 21. And now we have another grouping there with the New High Park Termites at 34 and the Iceland Wolves at 35. We'll continue with this list as the event continues. Still haven't mentioned a couple teams. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> they call that the hammer. <laughs> so the Flying Dutchman get the hammer of the Tier A teams. They're pretty close to it. And not a lot of teams post-enter in the state because you right. not. the total number of teams in the whole lineup. I didn't count that yet. Harris, Freddy. 40 teams. 40? Is it 40 that have been entered? Okay. Good call, Jay. 
So if you do post entry in the state, that means you're also marching last. Uh, if you don't place top five, you're marching last. I, I think if you win. play top, top uh, five, you still have really to go. Right. Yeah, so we got to march twice? You, you, you can march twice. You have to march twice. Well, you can choose. Well, no, you want to march. march. Yeah, yeah front, I would imagine. You'd never go again. All right, here comes the Hicksville Hicks. They're on the line. They got the flag coming down the track.
That's 40 teams entered in the drill and running number 40. Correct, but the uh, the dead last will be 47 this year. With the post entries? No. No? Of the entered teams. Of the entered teams, okay. Right. So if you run it right. So you could get it as a post entry. That 40 seems like a fun number. 40 points. Uh, 40 people let me break out my statue. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> let's see here, Swan. We could do that, too. Number 40. I'll tell you what. I got a pretty interesting fact about position number 40. Besides the fact that it's either going to Bayshore or West Sayville. Anyway, Kopech first, then I'll drop this bomb on you. Kopech, Kopech on the line, they have the flag. It's not really a bomb, you know, it's just an interesting thing. the way down. Very good hydrant drop, he's on. Good stick there. Chachi hunting it down. Nice, Nazo. Tell you what, he had to come back a little. Chachi yeah, did yeah. a nice job doing that. Got on it. He was ready to. Uh, hit. That was a really good way. Good Nazo on right there. Time for the yellow birds. 8.13. What's that? Keep on the line. Third and slow post. Fourth. That's fourth right fourth. now. 775 by West Hampstead. 807 by the Ricky Dink. Ricky Dink. 812 by the Pistonockers and an 813 by Kopeg. Pretty good four, four shots right there. That, there you, you know, Kopeg looking pretty good today, guys. 637 and three, man. Obviously, B and C ladder weren't so great. They ran a 13 in C hose and now an 813 in B hose. You know, you talk about your tier A and your tier B. Think could be up there at the top of that too. But getting yeah, back, can. getting back to the lineup for the 2015 state drill team that's running number 40. Now, just so you know, number 40 was the winning position last year. Number 40 was the winning position last year. CI Hobos win a position 40. The 03 Wolves won a position 40. So this this number has produced two state champions. Two champions. The team 40. running number 40 in 2015 will be the West Sable Flying Dutchman. All right. And that means number 40. If you're talking about the teams. A. I put Bayshore in Tier A. Bayshore Redskins will be the last team of those Tier A teams to run. So they're going to be playing that role where they can sit back and see how the tournament takes where place. Where are they running? Where are they're they running. They're two teams after West Sable, 42. 42. So yeah, in between is going to be the middle place extinguishers at 41. The Bayshore Redskins are going to be running number 42. And if we're talking again about Tier A teams, teams that could potentially win it, they got the hammer. They are the last team to run to the big dog. All right. Sable also back there too, you know. So you, so you can play like it. Does that change the mentality? Does that change how you race? I mean, that's something we could, you know. Not for me. I, I probably not. I know you guys are not such a veteran me. team. I don't think it would, but food for thought. Good conversation. Here come the slow folks down the track. Oh, we ran by the hydrant. They uh, they kind of started their beat truck out in the middle of the road there. Yeah. See a big kink too between the hydrant yeah, and the hydrant slack, slack guy. You know, right by that curve, you gotta watch that as a slack bit. Yeah, that's that's the main job, right? That's right. Right. You know, right. that's about 15, 15 years. That's yeah. what you gotta do. Four point don't zero pull them off the hydrant. Make sure you don't have any kinks. Let's get on the line. The football. All right, so like I said, yeah, they have seven oh yeah, points coming in here. Seven points. Yeah, the it's, Wolves. This is a big shot for the Wolves here because we got uh, West Hempstead in first place right now. They got six points, one point back. No doubt, you know West Hempstead looking to go from six to eleven potentially. That'll get a potentially. There, you know, a lot of teams still left to run here. Absolutely, but Ice Ice has got to put up a full. Ice has got to put up a shot here. Before the Wolves run, let me just finish the running order. I'm already at the end. 42 is Bayshore. We got North Dome, Ricky Dinks going number 43. 
The Baldwin Tomcats are going to be 44. Kopeg, 45. And again, we talked about Kopeg being a team that can score points. I don't know if I put them in that tier A category. I put them in a the tier B. Monkey wrench team. Monkey wrench points. team, absolutely. You know, so you got to watch out for Kopeg at the end. But running that late, that can be yeah. a... Uh, absolutely. I know. Three-man ladder. you got to keep your eye Exactly. They're right. just a 6-3 today. That's right. And, you know, just putting up an 8-13 in BO. So, you know, Kopeg getting better. 46 going to be the Riverhead Ironman and the team running last of the of the uh, enter teams. Another team that I put in the monkey wrench in a couple contests, Sable Blue Jays. Blue Jays. They're going to be, uh, you know, bringing up the rear this All year. All right, Isom's got the flag. Here we go. Let's see what they can do here. They need to put up a shot. Now we're going to go... Uh, Clear for the Ice of Wolves. Yeah, six points. Excuse me, seven, seven points. points. Yeah. And here we go, coming down the track. He's on. Yep. Got to run a little bit for the nozzles. Got to be quick. He's got good. it. Good target hit. Yeah. Good target. Nice shot there by the Wolves trying to get back in this got a thing. Got seven nine. Two fifty nine handle. I have. Yeah. Well, the Iceland Wolves, 7.779. That's second place. That's a heavy shot. That's the bottom line, the East Iceland Cutler. Nice number there by the Iceland Wolves. And, and, you know, that was a smooth-looking shot. It just goes to show you that West Hempstead shot. Just how, like, it was a good shot, but but I don't know that it was John's normal hit. I mean, it could have been faster. He washed that target a little bit. Well, no, I'm not even talking about the target. The hydrant, I don't know that John was was in his normal position. I don't know if he slipped. I I don't know. It just didn't look like his normal. He lit it up, don't get me wrong. Right. But it could be better just because it didn't look like he had his normal body control. Watching him all the time, again. Right, it just didn't look like I don't run the position and know nothing about it, but I'm just saying it could be two-tenths faster. So it just, you know, they're warming up in hoses, guys. So we have 775 West Hempstead, 779 by Islip. And then we have 807, 812, and 813. Got to run an 813 to get in the mix today. Uh, was just giving the flag. You know, we, they can run some hoses. Yes, they can. Hasn't been a great day for the Guzzlers. Again, dealing with injuries. Ways, yeah, it's horrible that, yeah, today. Yeah. <laughs> Even for a B team, they can run hoses. Yeah, here we go. East Islip down the track. Looks like that stick popped up on him. Yeah, he went past the hydrant a little bit, came back and hit it. Didn't miss, but definitely swiped by it. We call that the slapping. That was a very nice target, though. Nice target hit. It's going to be in the nines, though. Yeah. Too much of a... Time for the Guzzlers. 9.06. 9.06. Talk about the sevens. That's the line. The Rockwell Center Woodlanders. The sevens are being run today. Uh, North Elmo today is going to be dedicating a trophy to uh, Jack Abrams. Oh, get out. Who was the first member, yeah. first ever nozzle man to run a seven. Right. Seven nine. Really? For the Roosevelt Rum Pointers. Rum Pointers, not Brush Rabbits? Rum Pointers. Where did I get the Brush Rabbits from? Brush Rabbits were original Roosevelt team. Oh, yeah? So the Rum Pointers. Oh, no what way. year was that? No. 71. 71 yeah. in Hempstead. What was the number? Like a 798. 98? 790. That's a cool fact, man, for a second. First no one's running no no one one run run a six. So, you know, <laughs> right. uh, Jack is a past life member. He just passed away. Just passed year. away, unfortunately, uh, yeah. Past Rules Committee member in 
Nassau County right. State Rules Committee member. Uh, if anyone got to talk to him, he's one of the most knowledgeable racing men you can ever uh, speak to. Pretty close friends with guys on the West Hampstead Westerners, so that would be a nice trophy for them to win. So yeah. that's a, you know a little added bonus for them. They're in position to win it right now with that 775. So what is it? A perpetual leg trophy for this tournament? Nice. And two actually uh, two members of the team are sitting in the stands right now. The Hydra man and the Dragon are in the stands. The actually Nozzle man and and Nozzle man and Breaker passed away last year. Both passed away last year. So. And who was the Hydra Man in that? Uh, Don Abrams was the Hydra Man. Okay. Just want to let everybody know the shaved ice truck will be leaving at 5 p.m. It was uh, Don Abrams running Hydra. Eddie Ulip was dragging. Nice. Jack Abrams running nozzle. Frank China was braking. And uh, Rocky Winters was driving. Was driving. Great. Softball player for the Hepsi Fighter Moment softball team. But tell me, what's the relationship between the Abrams brothers, obviously? Hydraman and Nozzleman? Yes. We call it the battery. Is there a word for Hydraman and Nozzleman? Like, you know, pitcher catchers, battery in Major League Baseball? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. What do we call that? You know, that. But, uh, you can always come up with one. Yeah, right. You know? I think we just did. <laughs> uh, who we got in the line here? I can't see. I think this is Rockwell Rock Center. Center. Yeah. All right, they have the track. So, Jack Abrams, like, Carl, I like it. Good yeah, stuff, here comes Rockwell Center coming down the track. Truck got a little fishy at the hydrant. He missed the, uh, he missed the hydrant. Yeah, they're not playing nice over there. Yeah. Yeah, they break a man kind of three or four yeah. times. Kevin Connell says not playing nice. That's a, I think he's going to raise. All the top hats. Talking about numbers. Uh, like numbers that aren't going to go. We know it's not going to go below four and be ladder. Yeah. Three men, it can go to a five. I think so. It's already been done. Yeah, it's been you done. Know, it can go to a five officially. Off. Right. It'll run off. It'll run off. Have a once. And the rest of the events, I think we're kind of done with. Um, uh, we hit the 19 and the... Uh, I'm going to make an argument that you can go 18 and buck. Yeah. You're going to... Dude. Yeah. I, I think it can be done. You think it can it, be done? It would have to be, like, ridiculously perfect fast on 11. I put the 11 bucket in before at a 19-0. It didn't trip the tar the light, of course. It was sloppy. I mean, you need to be perfect. It, if there's anyone, it, it might be that one. I'm not saying it's definite. It's, Your it, first pail's got to be an 820, uh, then. It's, I know, but that can happen. Listen, I'm telling you, can you do it? You can do an 820. It'd be heavy. I know it's. I know it sounds outrageous. Uh, you know, some I people mean, might you, even you, say you're crazy. You're talking an 820 I, first pail, a .9 pace, and still another first drop of 11. 06 Yellow Hornets. I, I don't want to toot the horn too much. The 06 invite in Hempstead. We run a 2014 on 12. So, I mean, you just do the math. It's a 1940. It's if, but what it should have, could have. It didn't happen. But you have to fill it in with a quick pace on the first drop of 11. You first drop of 11, yeah. Right. With a quick 0.9 pace with an 8.384 set. Right. So it, it, you'd be the perfect shot. Right. You know, of course. You'd be the perfect shot. And you, you know, you put it in perspective, you're taking four tenths off of the 1947. Right. You know <laughs> what I mean? And that number lasted forever. But I, you know, but no, you're not running a three in the ladder. You're no. not running a, you know. Not running a Obviously, seven. I'd give the five and three man more than the 18 in buckets. Right. No. You know what I mean? But you're, not, you're not doing a seven in right. the C ladder. I don't think you're, you're doing it. Right. A seven in efficiency. No. And you're not running a four, four. in motor pump. No. So Some, I go three man getting, and then... Someone's getting hurt if you run a four. Yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and of course, this conversation's coming about because we just mentioned the Jack Abrams trophy. He was the first nozzle man to put it in the sevens. Running with Roosevelt as a leg trophy dedicated in his this, name uh, today. This is Baldwin? Right. Baldwin? Yes. 
This is Baldwin. Oh, yeah, that's Baldwin. right. You know, that's, that's uh, they got a new B-truck. Lake right. Fuse old yeah, yeah, there it is. That's the red B-truck's throwing me off. So Baldwin's on the line, but we have an issue on the track. What's the trophy look like, Jay? What kind of design is it? Uh, like, it's you know? a pedestal trophy. Nice. It's actually really good looking. Uh, square shape, rectangular, round. Uh, it's uh, square shape. Yeah, okay. It comes up as a pedestal with okay. a, uh, a, pillar, a wide bottom everything. with one pillar. Oh, like a pyramid type yeah. thing? Okay, nice. Gotcha. It uh, looks like we have a uh, issue with the timing lights. Officials are trying to sort it out. So good. That means we can go back to selection Saturday. <laughs> So how do you like your spot? Right, you're going to talk about the runner number 40 who was West Ham, or you want to pass? You could pass if you want. No, I'll you know talk I mean? about oh, it. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I mean, it, it doesn't bother me. I know a lot of guys play that have the head games. You know, now, now you know what number to run, but um, I, I, I don't mind being in the back. Yeah, you guys are in the back of the pack. You know, I don't mind being in the you back. You got Bayshore after you. You got North, North Belmo, who's run some host numbers here today, and then you got Copag and Saville. We're right. talking monkey wrench teams that are after you, but as, as your tier A teams, the teams that I think potentially could win it, you just have to worry about the facial Redskins after you. What I like running in the back is I can come up front, especially that far in the back, yeah. I can come up to the track and I can watch a few teams run right. and see how the track's reacting, right? especially for ladders, see if it's sliding, see what the patch looks like. Rockville Center will get a rerun. You know what's also nice about running that late is that you don't have to go out to the track. You don't, yeah, you don't have you to be prepared. Of, right. You, know, you can go back to camp because you know we have a big break in between events, especially right. like in the hose events, going in from Lyle's hose. You go back to your camp, you can relax a little bit. Absolutely. Get something, get something to eat. You don't got to rush, scarf down food, and then be out there and then sit on the track and wait for the official set up the, the timing lights or whatever. At the end, everything's going smoothly. You bring your truck around towards the end, and you get on the track and you run. One of the worst things for me, especially being the age I'm at now, it's getting pretty old to do this, is waiting on that track, I tighten up, so i got to right. constantly keep on loosening myself up, stretching, moving. All right, I think the, cla the uh, track is clear, and here they come. He had to run a lot to the hydrant, but he got it on. They had to run back to the nozzle, he got it on. Wash the target. It was very high on the target. Time for the Tomcats. 11.69. 11.69. Next team on the line of Westbury Colonel. All right. I'm sorry, guys. What was that time there? Excellent. That was, uh, fill me in there, Freddy. I think it was 11.39. 11.39, did he say? For who? 11.69. For Baldwin? Yes. Yes. Okay. And Rockwell Center beginning a rerun. Gotcha. They didn't announce why, though. I was, I guess we would say timing equipment. I do think they need to announce it, though, don't they? I think so. Right? Yeah. So I'm just getting some text here about the running order. Adam Kaline from, you know, sending me some messages about the 81 Piston Knockers, the 82 Thieves. So trying to just run out. Guys, I mentioned this earlier. The position that has produced the most state championships... It's a number that's not even on the scorecard this year, so the past few years. Position number 64. Really? Lucky number 64. Check this out. Four teams have won from the 64th position, but it's never been the dead last position. We got the 76 Hobos, really? the 83 40 Thieves, followed by the next year 84 Yellow Hornets, and then the 1987 Snails. So you talk from 1976 to 1987, you had four teams that won from lucky number 64. Wow. You know what I mean? Interesting, right? Very interesting. You know? Um, oh, and the Westbury Turtles yeah. have been given the, uh, given the track. 
want to go over the tier eight teams here, and we're going to go over them one, one by one to see if any team is one of the positions they're running in. Westbury's running kind of tight to the hydrant here. Kenny Gant, uh, what are we Great hydrant here. See they play a on. Good. A little right on the target. Good host day so far by Westbury. Coming off at 12.78. Time for the turtles. 8.05. Looks like the truck kind of fishtailed into the hydrant. Alright, so that's 7.75. West Hampstead's first place. 7.79 by Isabel's second. 8.05 that you just heard by Westbury's third. Then we have an 8.07 by North Belmore. And then that 8.12 by the Northland Hurst Pistonockers is now fifth place. That 8.13 by Copac out of the money. 8.12 is 8.12 is a number. 8.12 huh? is a number, yeah. Right. We, and we're heading into that Fort Washington C.I. West Sable. C.I. Park. Here we go. So here we go. Tier 8 teams. The first one to go, West Hempstead. They're number 10 in the state drill. They're the first of the teams that could win the state. According to what I found online, only three teams have placed from that position. Again, there's probably a lot more because there's like 30 years missing. Right. <laughs> you know? But no, no, one recent that, history. no one that I could find is one from position So let's 10. just say recent history. Recent, recent history. Right. Here's what we got. Okay. Lyndon Hurst Snails running number 12. Three teams have won from the number 12 position. All right. 68 Rinky Dinks, 85 Yellow Hornets, 04 Flying Dutchman. Port Washington running 16. You got the 1979 40 Thieves have won from that position. Four teams have placed top five from that position. East Islip at 18. That's the position the Wolves were in in 2008. The Hobos run at 19. Your 09 Flying Dutchman ran 19 and won the state drill. That's what we did. Hicksville Hicks at 20. I got five teams placing top five at 20, but no team winning it at 20. And then North Lindenhurst running number 21. Three teams have won, have placed from the 21 spot. Only one has won at the 06 Yellow Hornets. Again, this is barring any stats from the 50s, most of the 60s, most of the 70s. We don't have the running order stats for that. So obviously these numbers take them to the greatest all with recent history. Yeah. We're good. And it looks like Fort uh, has been given the track. How many points do they have? Yeah, they have uh, three and a half. Three and a half points coming into this. They need to put up a shot. Yeah, yeah. they ran a good shot of Seahawks. 1267. Let's see what they can do. Yeah. Donald Small would be running Hydrant here. Long-time Hydrant man. And Nozzle man. Actually, and Nozzle man. Yeah, yeah. ran with you guys, right? Yeah. Awesome for a long time. They coming down the track. Wow. Went past it. Went pa way yep. past it. Yep. It looks like he broke way inside that 50. Yep. That was a hot, hot drop. He didn't really give the uh, Hydrant much of a chance there. He was way inside that 50. Time for the Roadrunners, 9.84. 9.84. They're keeping on the line to centralize the Hobos. Interesting how you said way inside that 50. So you're talking about the, the, the white line after the timing line, right? Is that the, Yeah, the 50, right? 50 foot from the hydrant, yeah. So what's the idea? You want to step on the gas at that point? Again, I'm a more of a ladder guy, these hose contests. I don't really know all the ins and outs. So with the, whole, with the hose yeah. contest, I, when, when I was running right. it, um, up to last year. Right, uh, right. Fabulous figure off. Exactly. Know, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we won't get into that, though. My, my wife's listening. Um, the, uh, you want to aim, we, we, we try to aim for the 50 and then slide the truck in. If you're gotcha. inside that 50, it's going to be hot. He was probably a good six, seven feet inside that 50, which didn't give his, uh, his hydrogen much of a, much of a chance. Gotcha. But it also depends on the speed of your truck.
truck. If you have a slower B truck, obviously you can bring it in further. If you have a faster B truck, obviously you got to be outside that 50 mark. But usually that 50, the timing line is the, the line you, you shoot for. Right. Okay. I know us. I think CI shoot just inside that as well. We'll see right here. There you go. Good stuff, man. Thank you, Ryan. All right, Hobo's on the line. Nine points on the day. Nine points. Yeah, you know, four down from the Dutchman, who were right behind them on the line. Let's see what they can do. They, they, run in, they run in the middle of the road kind of like we do. Yeah, I see that they're kind of out there already. Yeah, um, I think they kind of learned that from us. What do you guys feel the benefit of running outside? Uh, it gives more of an angle for the hydrogen to come in and attack it. We use a uh, we use a straight adapter. Something, Something happened. Yeah, what they do? They turn the car. Yeah. Somebody went out there with a the, uh, flag. Oh, you don't tell me. So it's not the B truck. No. Okay. No. So, uh, I'm assuming it's the timing lights again. Yeah, you saw that an issue earlier. That's why the Rockwell Center Woodlanders have been given a rerun. Yeah, well, we got Pete Sayevich over right, there. Yeah. He's uh, he's our light guru. He'll take care of it. Just to give you a little historical, historic, historical, I guess that's the word, perspective of BHOs at the North Belmore Invite throughout the years. Uh, the team that's won BHOs the most, believe it or not, Roslyn Highlanders. Back in your heyday there, Jay, you know. Uh, Roslyn Highlanders winning this contest. Let me take a look. 05 with an 809. 07 with a 782. And then in 2010, so it was more recent than you would think, with a 775. That would be the Roslyn Highlanders. They've won it three times. So West Hempstead has won it here twice. New I Park has also won it here twice. West Hempstead, as you know, is in first place right now. So they could tie Roslyn for the most B-host victories at this tournament. In 2001, we were leading B-host. I was going to say, I have the word rain in my spreadsheet right here. You know? <laughs> we were leading the hosts, and we actually... Uh, I was you guys won it. You tied the first with the that time. We actually lost Behos County points that year by one point. No point. And we, have, we were locked up. We were, I'm not locked up. Someone could be this, but the A-teams have already run. We were sitting in first place at Behos that day. And it dried up right after we ran efficiency games. And like you guys it looks like now. 876 that day in efficiency by the yes. Highlanders. We'll talk more about that next event. Right now, the, uh, the officials are out there with their... Uh, they're out there doing something the level. They're the checking the timeline, making sure it's running all right. Something must have happened. I can tell you from a racing guy's perspective, though, this is the worst feeling. Getting yeah. on the line, getting ready to go. All of a sudden, they tell you to wait. we got to fix the lights. Well, that's kind of the issue about running early on in the state tournament, you know, to bring it back to that conversation. I mean, that, that, if something's going to go wrong, most likely it goes wrong early. Most likely, right? Yeah, right. It could go wrong at any point, obviously, but, you know, I, I mentioned this earlier, you know, we were running Yellow Hornets. We were running number three in 2010 up at Clayton, uh -huh. and they, they didn't get the ladder tied down tightly. <laughs> so right. I'm ready. I'm, I'm raring to go. I'm like, all right, let's go, and then back off the line. Now we're back behind the warm-up area. So, you know, 10, 15-minute delay. Yeah, it could fluster. Absolutely. People. Now, now back her up the line. Yeah. I race motorized. I yeah. would back right. I would walk up. Uh, absolutely. Up because line. now, now yeah. I got to get my brakes warmed up again. I want my yeah. tires warmed up. Yeah. I want my guy's legs loose. I want. See, I just does. I guess are just ready to go. They, 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 they started their truck back up. They're ready to go. It looks like they have the track. Here we go. CI, of course, won out in Lindenhurst. They won the Joe Hunter drill last week. Did not win in Selden. That one went to the Iceland Wolves. They're four points down from the Flying Dutchman. They need a shot here to go. Pressure on. Starting out in the middle of the road. Bringing it in. 
heavy. I got 236 on the stick. Let's see how Ryan handles. He's on and waiting. Bang the target. I got a, I got a pretty good 7. 772 on my watch to see if my thumb is broken or not. Looks like a good run. Talking about that Jack Abrams troll. Time for Central Iceland. 7.59. I'm way off. Wow. 7.59. Broken thumb. Yeah. That's four one hundredths of a second. That table, flying four one hundredths of a second, guys. Off of that was a uh, record run. That was a uh, that was a really really good run. It's quite, it's quite possible. It's quite possible. There was room for improvement there. Yeah. But, um, I don't know if you noticed, but they broke right on the 50, brought it in, and he had enough room to uh, run into the hydrant. You know, watching a 7.5, I mean, that's a treat. You know, anytime you run a 7.5 in a B-Hose, you know, a lot of people will, will, you know, if you have arguments about what the real state record is in B-Hose, you know, some people say the 7.50 by North Lindsay, other people argue the 7.47 by West Hempstead, and then there's an argument about New High Park with a couple 7.4s, and some people say Patchogue's 7.38, 738, yeah. you know, is, is the actual record. So, but a 7.5, I mean, that, that's always been like the number, like, you know, that's a cool number to run. Absolutely. So, you know, a 7.59 there by the Hobos, nice number. And now they're in position not only to get back in the drill, but to win the Jack Abrams Memorial Trophy for the first time. Absolutely. So what do we got? We have a uh, 7.5, two 7.7s, seven and an 8.0. Two 8.0s. So we have 759. 7.59 first. 7.75 West Hampton is going to be second. 7.79 is third. Where do we go from there? 8.05 by the Westbury Turtles and an 8.07 by North Dome. It's fifth. So 8.08. So that pissed the number 812 down. Well, then we run Rockwell Center. We'll be running in the last position. It's another strategy. You know, you get a rerun. You can run whenever you want. Go right back on the track, or you can go at the very end, or uh, West anywhere Sable. in between. West Sable has the track. They've been given the flag. Let's see what they can do here. You're going to take the play-by-play -play this time? Or I'll take the play-by-play no, -play this kidding. time. It didn't work too well last <laughs> time, so let's see what happens. Superstitious people are in and West Sable's coming down the track now. Broke just inside the 50. Michael's up. 28. Yeah. Watch the target a little bit. I got like a 788. No, but yeah, a little bit of a watch. Mike lit it up. Watch the target. Yeah, yeah Mike, Mike hit it up. Flying Dutchman, 7.78. 778. 7.78. Next on the line, the Merrick Buckeyes. Okay, that's that's third place. Yeah, 775 is going to be second. That 778 squeaks in one one hundredth of a second faster than the Ice of Wolves, which uh, we have a 779. Nice big hose, guys, shaping up here. Yeah, it is. And that 805 now is going to be fifth place by the Westbury Turtles. 807 is out of the money. B-Live is the only event today where it wasn't a... Yeah. Full spectacular. Yeah, you're right. Right. That was kind of that event. Although I happen to like B-Ladder. Oh, I know. Right on the 5-0, I would like B-Ladder, too. <laughs> you know, we talk about best times ever that didn't score a point. Best times that didn't score a point. Yeah, if we go you know, way back in history here, the beating hose time of 7.83 is the fastest time to not score in the history of B-Hose. That happened twice. The South Hempstead Rascals and the Central Edge of Hobos both ran 7.83. Oh, oh sorry. Yep. Loud. That was very loud breaking on that truck. <laughs> I could barely hear myself think. 
tell you what, pretty decent shot there by the Not first bad. Buckeyes. You know, they Not got water bad. on the hose, talk it up. Should be in the end. Nine for the Buckeyes. Nine. Nine. Point one one. Like I was saying, 7.83 by the Rascals and the Hobos at the 06 Hempstead Invite is the fastest time to not score a point in the history of VOs. Are we close today? They're, they're, no, I mean, there's a lot. There. I mean, we have an 8.05 right now. That's fifth place. But, you know, it's just food for thought. There's been multiple sevens run a bunch of times. You know, you have nine sevens run, I think, here in the 01 state. That day in 06 in Hempstead, it was just seven after seven. You know, the Elmont Bank House ran a 7.96 that day. Team record. First seven ever. It's like eighth place. You know? The 94 state, I ran a 7.92 and did not score. Okay, yeah. Yeah. 94. I've always felt like the most teams can run this contest. You know, I just feel like, you know, yeah, most teams have a B-truck. They have a team that didn't have a C-truck but had a B-truck. Yeah, I think it's everybody can practice I this. think more people can run hoses. You don't, you don't need a lot of guys to practice it. You know, like buckets where you got to have at least 12 guys to run I, I think more teams can run hoses competitively than ladders competitively. I think you know? can do this yeah. with two guys where ladders you need four. You need a guy you in shape. Need, right, right, You need right, four right. guys. You need four guys. You technically can do this with two guys. Right. You can be a little overweight. Exactly. You'll be a phenomenal nozzle. Termites are on the line. They got the flag. Big shot for the termites coming into the contest with nine points. See what they could do. Coming down the track. Broke inside that 50. They got about a 236 handle. Water in the hole. You had to run to the target. Run to the nozzle. Nice Ooh, target. Bang the target. I got 784-ish. It's going to play. All right. It's going it's to be close. Yeah, it's got to be that 805 to get in. It's going to do that. Does it play with the 779? 7.79. And that's high. 7.79. That's a lot of math there, Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, listen, we, it's a great drove with the 7.7s. Seven Obviously, the 59 blows all that away. But then you have 7.75 West Hempstead, 7.78 West Sable, and now you have two 7.79s. Seven seven you know, by Islip and by New High Park. Do you have another team that can run a set? Is this Bay Shore? Yeah. Yep. So much. So wait a minute. So let, let's say Bayshore beats that right now, right? So let's say they run, you know, they beat the 779. Does that knock that out? Yep. Yeah. 759 would be first. Right. 775 is second. 778 is seven, third. And then the 279 is fourth. So it wouldn't knock it out. One, two, three, four. Right. There's only four sevens today. But they're heavy sevens. So what I'm saying, if Bayshore were to beat it, that we could potentially have had that 779 out of the money, but I don't know that there's another team after Bayshore that can beat 779. Right? One, One two, two, three, three, four, four, five. So this five. is right, but the 779 is technically fifth place right now. Is it fifth place right now? Fifth place right now. So wait, is it fourth and fifth? Fourth and fifth. Yeah, so fourth it's right. So if you go to fifth and take the half, right? So it's not going to be knocked out. Unless they run Unless a seven, someone seven seven to run it. Yeah, we get a third. Because we're talking about seven. It'll be the first 7-7 seven, seven to not score. I mean, a 7-8 has not scored, but a 7-7 seven, seven is always Bayshore's there. Bayshore's got the track. Yeah. Bayshore Redskins will run a good hoses this year. They came in with the, the official fastest time of the year of 8-18. <laughs> Which has since been wiped out. Won't score today. Yep. Oh, we missed uh, the hydrant. Missed the hydrant. That looks a little hot. So it's all a moot point about that 779 yeah. today. I think the dragon pulled them. Yeah, it came yeah. a little hot.
hot, I thought it was a little, little bit a little hot. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, that's how they run, and they, they just miss down there. All right, for the Redskins, 10-22. Next team on the line, the Seville Blue Jays. Yeah, that would have been awesome that they beat that 779. Then you have the next three teams looking to beat it and potentially knock the 77 out. I mean, that would have been an unprecedented thing, a first 77 not scoring. That would have been something to, to be noteworthy. There we go. You know? <laughs> Making a history in America. That's it. It's not happening, though. <laughs> 779 is tied for fourth and fifth, so it's in that point and a half slot right now. We were just talking before about reseeding. Someone brought up to me to be able to play the music when you run, if you want. <laughs> I just let it go throughout. Something interesting. I guess talking to the younger kids. Yeah, right. Yeah. Here we go. Going back to uh, Selection Saturday. New I Park running 34. According to what I found, no one's ever played from the 34 position. Again, it's possible that someone could have. I said at 35, three teams have played from the 35 position. Uh, West Sable running 40. Two teams have won. I mentioned that before. The 03 Wolves, the 14 Hobos, and that West Sable's running 40. And then Bayshore at 42. You got the 1967 Rough Riders winning at 42. That was the dead last position that year. Really? Uh, yeah. Not going to be the dead last position this year. Uh, here we go. Sable Blue Jays on the line. They got the track. That's pretty much do it for Selection Saturday. That was kind of fun. It was good to, it was good to uh, unveil the, the running order. Absolutely. Here we go, Sable. Tell you what, he almost got that tightened he, on. He, he was, was, he was close. You know, that would have been a heavy number down there. He was close. <laughs> Sable Blue Jays will be the team to run last at the 2015 state drill. And had they had gotten that on, that might have turned some heads as yeah, absolutely. Blue Jays. He wasn't one, too one, far one, off, that's for sure. 11 78. That's nice to watch them. Next team on the line, the car plays raw. Who are growing and watching them grow. Absolutely. Sport for so long and then watching these new the next generation. Bro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking about that 779 going back to that. That's a, that's a point and a half right now. I mean, it's not too often that a 770 is a point and a half. No. You know what I mean? I mean, it's an excellent team hose. That, that, is. that is. I mean, it's awesome. You only see that yeah, really in two I mean, places, Merrick and Hempstead. That's, that's right. it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's holding true today. Holds true to form. That's for sure. You know? record go down today. Yeah, it did. Listen, 400s of a second away with that hobo shot, 759. That's going to, you know, it's the time of the year. It, you know, it was close. It might be the time of the year, all year, it might hold it up. So. If my nozzle man would have hit that target, we would have had a shot at it. But <laughs> Who is running nozzle now? Joey. It is Joey. Okay. So I thought. All right, car place frogs have the track. He's been running now a couple of years, right? Yes, he is. Frankie's the driver. To the hydro, but he's on. I don't think there's any way to get this nozzle on. Wow. Oh, he, he got that nozzle on. Wow. 
got it. Didn't have a lot of speed from the truck. Nine point two zero nine twenty. Next team on the line, the Flemingville Bandits. the track yet today at the Hydra. I know. It's <laughs> a pretty smooth day. All right, Beho's 06 Hempstead invite. You had New High Park with a 748, West Sable 756, North Lindy 779, Yellow Hornet 781, West Hempstead 782. Now for the times that didn't score. You have St. James with a 796, Elmont with their first 7 ever, 796. Thanks for coming. South Hempstead 783. Thanks for playing. Hobos 783. See you later. Out of the money. Report that end kids 813 out of the money. So you talk about the 06 Hempstead invite. I mean, that was the Hempstead invite or that was the no, state? No, that was the Hempstead invite no. in 06. I mean, that's... The, the fifth place time today is going to be better than that day. 779 is going to be fourth and fifth right now. Right. So... One of the best B-Hose days, top five. Just talking about the top five, not talking about throughout, you know, past top five. In, you know, in racing history. All right, so we got, uh, what was this, Farmingville on the line. They got the track. He's on in the hunt. Got to run a lot for the coupling. Ooh, he got the nozzle on, but he fell over. We got water on the hot dog truck. Yeah. We got water at St. <laughs> Jesus. We, we got water everywhere. Oh, oh and the back, the backup man hit the target with it. <laughs> you don't get to see that every day. Time for the bandits. One, three, five, nine. Thirteen, fifty-nine. Next team on the line. The breaker actually uh, had to grab the nozzle from the nozzle and he actually hit the target for him. I watched a few practice tapes from Manhasset this week. Uh, Stan set me. Yeah. They, they, they can run this number, right? They can run this number. I'll tell you what, man. It, now I'm going back to the 01 state, which is right here in Merrick. I mean, the fifth place that day was a 777. Fifth place right wow. now is a 779. You know, a 777 was run by CI. got one point. Patchogue won with a 52, which is the still the track record. That 759 that Hobo drain is not the track record, in case you're wondering. Highlander 762. Second place. Yellow Hornets that day, 774, with Andrew Madelon running Hydra, not JoJo that day. Andrew Madelon filling in. The Lindenhurst Snail, 775, and the Hobos at 777. And then you talk about the teams that didn't place that day in Behos. Uh, 789 by Islip, out of the money. 786, West Sable, out of the money. The eventual state champions from that day. Imagine that, 786, you don't score. You don't score. And you still win the state draw. 787, Isom Terrace. I'll take it. Out of the All money. Right. Farmingville's got the track, got the flag. North Lindy, 790, out of the money. I mean, that day had a lot more depth in terms of the team from, like, 6 to 10. But as far as fifth place is concerned, 779, fifth place right now. Can't say it enough. It's been a great B Jose. Day. That's for sure. Here goes Farmingville. The hydrant got a little fishy. And that's got the hydrant. Got really good with the nozzle line. Stan getting there. Good job getting that good, nozzle good on. Good job. Hit it. Good job. That is Stan. a veteran nozzle man dealing with a fishtail to get that target up. Does it play with the 779? Absolutely. Absolutely. Ooh, 8.20. And you 
so are the fish tailing that has to be there. Right. We'll be Black Wasana Woodlanders. I think you ran a lot. You ran a lot into the hydro. You did run. You did run a lot. A little slow drop at the hydro. Yeah, but give it to Stan Dive. He's getting that knock along. He's getting fish tail. Text here knock-along. from Mike O'Mara. Time to come back and play. Yeah, he's telling Remember, you're running efficiency today. Yes. Yes, Michael, if you're listening, I know I'm running efficiency. I'll be back in time, I promise. Stan has some set of hands. Yeah. Yes, he does. Yeah. Yes, he does. I have privilege of raising one of Robert's watching. He also has some pretty good camera work, too, I yeah, he say. does, he does. A lot of videos made by Stan Divis, of course. <laughs> Follow him on YouTube. Yes, he's what is it? to be his lunchbox or his spackler or something like that? Spackler 74, I forget the number. You guys, guys what did I miss? Well, I thought that was our last team. Uh, the, ra- the runoff, the rerun. Oh, that's right. That's right, that's right. That's right. That's right. Center. If you gotta go, you can go, man. I know, yeah. You yeah, gotta go. You gotta go play the game. You gotta stay up here now. Michael can wait. We like yeah. to let him. We like to let him sweat. <laughs> you just got thrown off. <laughs> <laughs> if that's a yellow warning, that'd be a yellow card. Right <laughs> oh, you guys give out cards, huh? Only JoJo. <laughs> oh, I think Billy Ford's got about twelve yellow cards throughout the history. He made it to red maybe once. Now my wife just texts me, "Why are you running efficiently?" <laughs> All in caps. See, this is, that's the bad thing about radio, right? You know what I mean? Oh, that's funny. All right, they got the track. Let's I'm see what they can do with their rerun. How far down the track are you running? I'm just running the stick. Uh, that's that's it. it. Yeah, yeah, no that's, problem. That's so far. <laughs> Big Snot on the track. That's the nickname of the Flutes V truck, which is obviously... Here we go. Rock the center home. Coming up down. Got a little fishy at the hydrant. Yeah. Way too deep, yeah. Yeah, Hydra Man's cast it. Yeah, that was that was way too deep to drop. Yeah, I believe he actually got off the truck past the hydrant. Oh, and he lost the nozzle. Yeah, I mean, he had, like, two swipes. I, it looked like he turned it twice, but the nozzle yeah, still yeah. wasn't on it. All the time for the woodland is all the time. All right, guys. Well, it's been a pleasure. Enjoy. My first time on the radio with you guys. Thanks, Ryan. Please enjoy the rest of the uh, the day. Yeah, man. Ryan Huguenin hanging out with us for Selection Saturday and for the uh, 15th Annual Ricky Dick Tournament. 18th Annual, excuse me. Thanks for joining us. Good luck the rest of the way. I appreciate it, guys. And, uh, you know, you can go. We'll do the recap here. You're free to go, man. Excellent. Thanks, Ryan. Take Excellent, care. guys. coming up. Bye-bye. Take care. Move the equipment. From that 759, then we go to that 775. That's going to grab four points for the West Hempstead Westerners. Westerners running good hoses today, like they have been uh, throughout this season. That's going to bring them up to 10. All right? From the 775, we're going to go after that to that 778. That's a big one one-hundredth of a second uh, for the West Able Flying Dutchman, because they could have run a 79, but they ran a 78. They're going to get three points. That's going to give them 16 and a two-point lead over the Hobos. After that 7.78, we have a tie for fourth and fifth between the Ice of Wolves and the New High Park Termites, both running a 7.79. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, a 7.79 today gets only one and a half points. 
one of the better times, if not the best time, to take that little amount of points. Uh, again, the worst, the best time ever to not score is Now the winners of the Rehose contest. Let's get the verification. They were tied for fourth and fifth yep. between the Islip Wolves and the New Hyde Park Termites, which is 1.5 points each. In third place, West Sable with Flying Dutchman with three points. Second place with four points, the West Islip, the correct West Hempstead, Westerners. And in first place, five points, the Central Islip Hobos. And we ask that the Hobos gather at the bottom of the arch. We have a special presentation from the North Omo Fire Department. Yeah, this is going to be a nice little moment here. They're going to honor Jack Abrams with a memorial leg trophy. And Jay, you spoke about it before. He was the nozzle man, correct, on the first seven ever run in the history of V-Hose. And, we, you know, we went over it a few times this contest. No one's ever running a six. So he'll always and forever be the guy who was the nozzle man on the first seven ever. Jack, of course, passing away this offseason. Um... Yeah, yeah. So this uh, leg trophy will, uh, you know, memorialize him. And yeah, it's not even a, it's for a man who's ran the first seven, but a man who's done a lot for the sport, yeah, right. sport in general. Right. Um, and and president, the, uh, I believe, right? Uh, no, he's rules, rules committee member. Rules committee member, okay. Yeah, I had the honor uh, of being president and nominate Jack for his life membership. Nice. Uh, the county and the state accepted and uh, was that actually two years ago became a life member of the state. So it was just looked over three years because it's just so many people that do a lot for the sport. And, uh, you know, talking to him was an honor. He loved this sport, loved what he did for this sport. Loved to watch it, participate in it, do yeah. anything for it. So, you know, to be honored with the trophy is unbelievable. And, you know, it's nice that uh, there are people here who ran with him and yep. people remember him. There's a lot of people on this track today that know Jack very well. Yeah, I see his brother Skippy Abrams out there. And uh, it looks like Skip's son Joey might be with him. So a nice little thing here. Why, why at the North Belmont? Uh, I've been told by Skip Abrams i got to get this done. He's going to 525 ferry back to uh, the island. So, last uh, year we lost a very important okay. member of the racing team family, Jack Abrams. He was the first nozzle man to run a seven. He was a great friend of racing, and he's always been for us. Uh, and it's my great pleasure to give the, the Central Islip Hobos the first Jack Abrams Memorial Trophy for P. Hose. Uh, Jack raced, actually after Jack left Roosevelt, he actually raced, he came to North Belmont. Okay. Uh, with Skipper also, right. uh, both brothers came over and raced with North Belmont after Roosevelt's uh, drill team folded, uh, right? I guess folded. Yeah. Um, Old fashioned, a little bit after that. So nice trophy. Yeah, very nice. And congrats to the Hobos for winning it. You know, these leg trophies, and, you know, uh, last year we received a lot of them, actually, just for Belmore, and just to have them is just yeah. to look at them in your firehouse when they sit yeah. there on a bar, and yep. uh, what we do for everyone in the sport, people who have, who have gone, mm -hmm. and uh, we remember them, and that's what's great about the racing family in general. You know, we, we remember everything from our past, and we honor them a lot, and which is nice. And as, you know, new kids come up, and they try to, you know, win these trophies, you know, they, they that's how you keep those names alive, you right. know, you, you, you have your, you know, your cab trophy at the state drill for example, you know, he's a climber from the 90s, you know, many people nowadays, you know, how many actually know who he was, so electro 
be, you know, keeps your name out there. It keeps, it keeps the history of the sport alive. You know, I think about your Bill Brysons. I mean, obviously, Wilbur Youngs. I mean, there, there's Lake Trophy for many people. And, uh, you know, the only the unfortunate part is that Lake Trophy usually after, you know, someone, someone they pass happy. away, you know, and they're not with us anymore. What we did this year but, was Belmore. We actually, yeah. we put a cup up in the state old-fashioned. And I think so what? Five right. okay. events. There you go. Total points are as follows. So we get the top. Hempstead, 10 points. Yeah. North Lindenhurst, two and a half. Lindenhurst, one point. Copay Gellibert, four points. Isobolves, eight and a half. Westbury Turtles, one. Port Washington, Roadrunners, three and a half. Central Isobolves, 14. West Sable, Flying Dutchman, 16. New Hyde Park Termites, ten and a half. Bayshore Redskins, four. All right, so when we come back, we're going to get into the final three contests, efficiency, motor pump, and buckets. we got the Dutchman and the Hobo. Line up for efficiency. Battling it out for one and two. Efficiency 16. contest. State record is 8.40 right by Central Iceland. <laughs> maybe, maybe we're going right into it, Fred. I don't know. You want to do one or two real quick? Or, uh, you want to keep going? <laughs> well, the last three. What do we say? Uh, you got to run the last three to win. Clear the track. Yeah, that's true. You got you to gotta be able to close. So, listen, we're going to go wet single 16, CI 14. You have the New High Park Termites with 10 and a half. The uh, West Hampstead Westerners with 10. And then the Isle Bulls with 8 and a half. So, those are the, that's the top five right now. There's a bit of a drop-off after that 8 and a half. Goes all the way down to 4. And that's for Copeg and Bayshore. Again, Bayshore not running with a seat truck today. The Pistonockers, 2 and a half points. And then you have the Snails with one, and Westbury with one. contest, the first team on the line will be the North Belmore Rankings next your host for the 18th annual drills that we did. North Belmore running some pretty good times today with uh, C-Hose and B-Hose. Just didn't hold up for a point, Jay. 13-25 at C-Hose, 807 and B-Hose. They're running really good efficiency in practice. Yep. Uh, the team record for North Bowman was an 874 that was running the 90, uh, first Bay of Gardner drill. That was 96. 96. In Hempstead. Yep. 190 dollars I was on that team. So. Okay. Yeah, that was a heavy day, man. Remember that one. That was a good drill. I think that replaced the South Shore drill. Not yeah, that sounds game. about right. But that drill only lasted one season. So what? Only did one? Yeah. That was in 96. Let me go bring it up. I can verify that number for you. That, that was it. You never broke it after that? It was, that was, it was the not program. I know it's the same as, I think the 874 is the number that's... Yeah, 874. There it is. First place that day. Four eights running in that tournament in 1996. So 874, team record. Which I think you can do here. Yeah, listen. I, 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 you sure they haven't done it since then? No, yeah, it's not anything close. Okay. Thinking about the Chris Garaccio days, you know. Early 2000s. It was a big number. Yeah, it's yeah, a heavy it's number right now. That's true. I mean, you talk about this tournament since 1998. You look at the averages. The average time to win is an 8.96. Since 1998, a 9 has won 7. Okay, so, you know, a little less than half. 7 out of the 17 times have been a 7. Every other time, though, has been an 8. You know, with, with the teams here today, with the uh, co-invitational drill, co-county point drill, we can see some 8s being run. Here goes North Thelma. Up to the hydrant. Good hit. Ah, oh, blew off. Yeah, it looked like water went through that first length, and then it kind of crossed and blew off. I guess he never really had it, had it on. Now running on that hydrant to stick in the turn on. Well, 
all the time for the ranking game. Two hundredth of a second makes a difference. Yeah, no doubt about it. Okay, all those days with the eights here, we had a lot of problems with the pump in the in here. Probably, and I'll say from like maybe the first six. Keep on along this line, the Rockland Highlanders. In the mid, I think the first six we were good, and then it should drop because they had a lot of problems with the pump here. Right. Uh, we had a lot of issues with it, and it finally, finally got fixed uh, last year and this year. So. I mean, last year you have the Yellow Hornets running an 869. You know, the, the, the rascally flavored Yellow Hornets running an 869. Hicksville Hicks, 873 in 2013. West Sable, 881 in 2012. So, I mean, they've been running some heavy eights here the past three years. 925 won it in 2011 with the Eat Slice of Gugglers. 11, I know for a fact we were on pumper. Okay, there you go. And, that's, and that explains Copeg's 579 about a pump that day. Yes. Because it hasn't been anything like that since. So. Had a problem with the pump, and then Sandy finished the job, and then they re That's what happened. Oh, sorry, yeah. a little Hurricane Sandy action. Yeah, Hurricane Sandy finished the job. No way. <laughs> but you get some water in there. Uh, that my trailer was parked under the arch, yeah. and there was three foot of water in my trailer. Yeah, huh? And then look how far we are away from those, you know. I know. Water. It's, it's not like Merrick's track is right on the water. I mean, no. you go down a little bit to that golf course, you know, yeah. a half a mile at right. least, right? You know, it's... it's I mean, that's how much water came through here for Wow. Wow, I didn't realize that. Did you come down here at all? Take some pictures. Uh, you know, we didn't think it was I don't know, it's not the time. We, we didn't think it was going to come up. Yeah, so we right. took our trailer back to clear it out for yeah, the winter, right. and that's when we noticed everything was wet. So. Rosslyn Highlanders. Yeah, the Highlanders look like they're going to get ready to run. Rosslyn Highlanders have a chance to tie the Yellow Hornets for the most efficiency victories at this invite. So they're not going to do it today. The, the, uh, again, a couple of the Hydra-Man looked like he crossed right from the beginning. The stick-man threw the stick in that blue water across the track. Still waiting for water to come through the uh, to the hose, and you got your target up. Yeah, so just like I said, Yellow Hornets have won efficiency here three times of the... Time for the Highlanders, 1-4.60, 14-60. Let's see about the line that West have said Westerners. Of the 18 times, but, you know, Ross is going back-to-back, -back 2000 and 01, back-to-back 876s. Yes, that I got here, so. They were, uh, I guess the early 2000s was the Roslyn and Hassett, New I Park kind of, yeah. uh, kind of era. Yep. Uh, I think the Hornets were a little, were, uh, a little bad. You guys banged up back 2000, back. no, we, 2000 we were all right, you know, we just, we, I don't know if we were as consistent, you know. But, uh, yeah, like, oh, 2000, we didn't have a good stage drill that year. No. We were terrible, so we got two points. But we were okay before that. I, that was that, that was always the thing about this tournament. It was always the week before the state. We'd come here, we'd rip it up, and then go upstate, and, <laughs> you know, not have our day. Actually, yeah, 2000, we won here at 28 points. 28 points. Yeah. And then we took two in the state drill in Y2K. Is that the, the head turning? Yeah, that was the head turning day. Head -turning turning day. day. Yeah, uh -huh. I know, a lot of... Well-documented head turning day. Fifth place ain't bad, right? No, it's not bad. Highland is coming down the track that day. Nine and a half points. It's the only time I got to do it. And it is an experience. It's a good feeling, man. It it's is a good feeling. something, you know, that shouldn't be taken for granted. Just to come down top five at the end of the state drill. Nothing like it. I'll tell you right now, I uh, stayed up late like I did win it. So. Yeah, <laughs> here by the West Hempstead Westerners. West Hempstead. Gonna run with a new Nozzleman tonight. Yeah, they're running with uh, Gerard. Gerard Betcher. 
third man, taking over for Craig Hayes, running not only third man, but also running efficiency nozzle. The kid is quick. He is fast. West Hempstead in this in fourth place right now with ten points. They're ahead of one behind the termites. We got oh, again another that's three in a row. The teams have missed at the hydrant, so tough miss there by the West Hempstead Westerners. They're gonna have to play the final two. To see if they could uh, you know, still take over the drill. They're still mathematically in it, only six points down. And sometimes you want to stuff gets in your head. Right, for the West, it is 14.40. They practice with us on Wednesday. Westy line with North Lindenhurst hits the knockers. And he missed twice uh, on Wednesday. Oh, yeah, so it's not a good week of practice. Sometimes it gets in your head. You know, I yeah. think inefficiency is a, uh, I've noticed with different teams raising for that. The practice before could dictate a lot with efficiency. Yeah, yeah. man. To me, I mean, yeah. And I wonder how many teams out there have the same hydroman for BNC hose and efficiency. Yeah. You know, we we never re we did it one year, and you know we're convinced that it threw JoJo off. Like he didn't have his best year. It was like 05. He'll tell you otherwise. He'll say he was fine. But if you look at the numbers, it was not a good year motorized for him running hydro because he had to run efficiency hydro that year. I think that you know we were just uh, we were transitioning away from Jokin 40, and we were trying to get somebody new in there. Eventually, Billy Falk took over. But yeah, I mean, what about what, what's your experience like with it? I don't know. Motorized climb or also running hydrant efficiency. Well, the teams I ran on, we had, uh, I mean, Roslyn Jr. didn't run hydrant, uh, standard, and um, actually North Thelma either. I had uh, Al Bolin ran hydrant, and he didn't run the efficiency. It's a different hit. It's a different hydrant hit in general. Right. North Lindy was given a course. Book chiming and saying he ran two nice eights here as Hydra Man. <laughs> Thanks, Billy. Good to have you chiming in. Billy Falk just uh, welcomed the baby girl, so congrats to Billy. Congratulations, Billy. Luke, Yellow Hornet, and Wolf. Here come the Piston because they need some shots. They need a shot here. Two and a half points on the day. I got another bit of Hydra. That's four in a row. Four in a row. Four, uh, you know. Two big teams. Yeah. All missing kind of at the same exact spot. <coughs> I don't know if they're crossing. I don't know what's going on. It seems on. like they're crossing. I don't know what it is. Blown off. Overtime for the piston knockers. Overtime. Next on the line, the Deer Park Fox. A-Rock texted me. How is it going? A-Rock, I can't answer you back unless you listen to the news, Hal. <laughs> I got the Pete Malinsky thing in there, though, about the halftime B-Hose record. In case you have a radio in your ear right now. Efficiency is big. It sets, your, sets up your last three. Yeah, yeah it's, you come it, in here. It's such a special teams contest, right? Man, go ahead. Yeah, you know, you set up yourself there. up. You, yeah. you, know, you come in here and you, and, and you miss. That's uh, that's putting a lot of pressure on your pump team. Yeah. You don't want to you don't want to go in there and goose egg in two you know two of the last three and yeah. have to rely on your buckets. Yeah. You know, with the adrenaline pump at the end of the day, you got buckets. You're gonna. You know, adrenaline's a big deal in buckets. Mm -hmm. You know, you're pumped up running that last shot. So missing in this is, is tough. Yeah. Puts a lot of pressure on your pump team now. Yep. If you don't miss here, if you run a shot that's kind of uh, that's in there but not, not in the money or in a fifth place shot, at least you ran your shot. Your park getting the course. Running order. We're, we're done with selection. Sun selection Saturday. <laughs> that we got a lot.
lot of coverage. Hope it's sounded good back at the camp. I see Chris Murphy back up here. I'm going to put it on the GroupMe app, so if anybody wants to see the actual running order, I'm going to post it on here now. Will I know we'll people are waiting for that. It will be posted on the website, hopefully after tonight. Yeah, I'm just going to throw it up there now. It's, this is the uh, handwritten copy. Now, on the handwritten copy, I noticed that there was a just a slight mistake. I'll, let you, I'll explain oh, wow, another blow-off. Same exact place. Like a little cross-thread. Tangled up in the hose. Uh, the only Overtime. thing, obviously, um... Overtime for the box. Hold on, how do I post the Next picture? on the line is the Hitsville Hicks. What is this? Just want to post a picture. Photo library. Here we go. Got Hicksville on the line coming along. We know they can run efficiency. Okay, there's just one little thing with the uh, with the running order that you gave me with yeah. uh, in that paper. Right. <clears throat> you have 31 twice. The first 31 just needs to be made of 30. Okay. Oh, okay. So, so I guess that does not going to be something to type it up. Right. Oh, uh... Sorry, brother. Guys, we're going to welcome back, live on top of the arch, we're going to bring in from the CI Hobos, Chris Murphy. Chris Murphy, welcome back. You with us for the uh, next contest? Hi, Scott, Mo. Jesus, I'm just here for uh, for a quick little spin. Just wanted to throw something out. But, what do you got, man? Um, the, the hydrant here is, it has to be the lowest hydrant I've come across. That's interesting because you know that the first five teams have missed the hydrant. That's what I'm getting at. You know yeah. what I mean? So uh, I, I, I don't know how much of an adjustment it is. I mean, I'm a shorter guy, so, like, maybe it's not as much of an issue for me, but if you had a taller, you know, a, a Junior De Silva-type yeah. hydroman, um, it, it, the only hydrant that ever was lower than this one would, would have been Patchogs, right. which was 26 at the knob. This is 26 at the center of the two-and-a-half, you know? And uh, oh, they were 26 at the center of the two-and-a-half, which is the absolute minimum it could be. Really? Yeah, and here it's 26 at the bottom of the coupling, so it's just a little bit higher than the absolute minimum, um, as opposed to, let's say, like, uh, Hempstead, for example, which is which is 29 at the center. It's just a little different, but, uh, you know, just seeing five guys missing a row here, maybe there's something to uh, something to it, you know, if, uh, you know, guys aren't used to running at that height. Something to think about. Yeah, it's interesting, uh, you know, but, you know, you look at teams that miss, they're teams that are here every year, so that would be the, you know, mm. that's the interesting thing, you know, Deer Park, they don't come here. Do they miss every, every year? Uh, well, it's not like, I don't know, off the top of my head, but I got to go archive.com, man. I got to go check it out. <laughs> no, but yeah, North Belmore, Ross, and West Hampton, North Liberty, they're at this invite every year. Let's see some Hicks action. Yeah, man, we on. need a Hicks. 
Uh, here's another guy in uh, Brennan Sullivan who's uh, he, he's only been on the track for a year and a half, but he's got a lot of talent, man. He, he's like uh, uh, I refer to uh, Bayshore Lindenhurst and Lynn, um, Bayshore Lindenhurst and Islip as the uh, the shield the of shield, uh, right. racing. They're coming up hot here, and they're going to be main eventing soon, I think. But, out uh, of NXT, ready to go. Yeah, but we've got Brendan, we've got uh, Heavy Kevy uh, from Islip and, and Eric Lyman from Bayshore. They're all really talented, very good right away hydromen. I don't want to put too much pressure on him right here, but let's see how he handles the short hydro. He might like it a little better. Good stuff, man. Appreciate it. Good to hear the names of the people out there. I don't know everybody, so. Snails are off and running, ladies and gents. We got water in the hose. There you go, we do. Yeah. Let's see. Water's through. It's in the top left right now. We got the approach. Oh. Target hit. Oh. Decent. We got about a 9-10 on the watch. It's going to be the first decent time of the day. I mean, that's the first time with water in so, so 9-10. Let's see how my thumb feels for a second. Time to the Alright, I'll leave you with that. I just wanted to throw in hey, a uh, one, one, one quick thing. Yeah, you know, congrats on a 7-5 and uh, B hose. How many is that for you now? Like three or four 7-5s? Uh, well, we had the uh, we had the record at yeah. seven nine uh, 7-59. Right. Um, before West Hampton beat last year, broke right. last year. Um, I, I think that that's the second. That's the second time. Yeah, that's five. that's my my personal best, if that matters. That's but uh, congrats, man. That's a heavy number. We were talking about the historical significance of a seven five. So yeah, congrats to you and winning the Jackie Evans Trophy. I'm sure that's a great honor. honor, you know. That's so. a great great honor, man. So I'll, uh, I'm gonna give the headset to my cousin Pat. If all that's right, okay, man. I gotta got fix it. this stuff over here. But Patrick, it's all you, brother. Okay, brother.
saying, oh, they're, oh. they're 10. They're first wow. in what I call the tier wow. 8 teams. So they're the first team to go out of the potential teams that could win it all. Then you got the Snails at 12. Roadrunners 16. East Heights of 18. Then you guys are at 19. Wow. You got your Monkey Wrench teams in there, too. Sure. You know, you got your Red Onions. You got your Minutemen. Here comes Soap. Here's Soap. I'm sorry. Double clutch stick. Jogging down that street, man. There was a lot of hose behind him. I thought maybe he'd lose it for a second. You gotta really get down with four, six minutes. Middle, middle three guys, middle three guys. Nine, nine, four posts. Right. Nine point eight nine, nine eighty nine. Next team on the line, the Ice of Wolves. Was first so far, nine five. So yeah, we got a nine oh five by Copeg, nine ten by the Snails, and then from there we got that nine eighty nine to third, and we got what? a huge drop off into the fourteen. Yeah, the first five teams all missed pretty much in this. It was like the same exact miss right at the hydrant. These boys can put up a shot. Yeah, you know the Wolves come into this contest fifth place overall on the day, eight and a half points. You know, looking to you know get back into the running game. You know that seven seventy nine that they made be host took a point and a half. You know that's got to be. It was it was possible that a seven seven wasn't going to score today. Shades of that uh, never happened. Shades of Chris Murphy 01, 777 to be host. It took a point there, but but just if you look at the sixth place time that day, it was not a seven seven. A seven seven's always scored. Yeah. We almost had it today. You know, had Bayshore put up a number, you know, it's if it woulda, shoulda, coulda again. Sure, sure, sure. If, if Bayshore had put up a number, it, it could have potentially knocked that down, and then Manhasset would have needed to run that 779 That's or better. Insane. That that 779 would have been out. It would have taken insane. over the best. You know, but it didn't happen. It still took a point and a half. I, I'm willing to say that's the lowest. Well, no, the 777. That's a one. That's twice. that's the lowest scoring seven. Right. That was a one state. A one, one state, state right state. here. And I believe you guys ran early. And yeah, I, I remember Chris tells the story. You guys ran early. Twenty-year-old Chris Murphy jumping like saying. a maniac. You guys were right. We're gonna get it. We got five. <laughs> we got fifth. Yeah, right. Eyes of Wolves got the track. They are running down. We got. We got to miss at the hydrant. Very similar to the way that North Lindy, West Hampstead, Roslyn, and North Belmore all missed. and they want to try to get back to, you know, top three. All the time for the Wolves. All the time. It's a good athletic team. You know, it's shaping. The team on the line will be the wet East Islip Guzzlers. You run B-Hose today? You still breaking? Yes, sir. B-N-C-Hose. Yeah, so winning that Jack Abrams trophy. That was very cool. Good stuff. Yeah. Very cool. Ran the first seven. Now's the man on the first seven. What so. year was that? 1971. The 798. He was running Hampstead, right, Jay? Yeah, I, I, I believe. I mean, come on. I, I have to actually, uh, the story that I that I was told was that regulars broke twice that day. Oh, yeah? An 801 and then a 798. Wow. Yeah, that was a class act on their part. Very nice on them. Good stuff. Excellent. So the question is, do you remember who ran the 801? I think it was Living Her Snails. That's pretty cool. That's I was. Cool. It's a conversation with Jaffe that I had. Uh, funny story. Mark said that Roosevelt jumped the timing light, which used to be a, uh, a like a hose that ran across the ho the road back then, like when you went to a gas station in the old days. Yep. And uh, he says, "Nah, they didn't beat me. They they, they jumped. They jumped it. They jumped it." They so jumped you, it. They jumped it. So that Mark, was the rumor. Mark, if you're listening to, you remember that story. <laughs> it, it, it was. Uh, it was a good argument because my father used to race for Roosevelt. So Wasn't was that the story with the Rough Riders too? 
with Dog B to run and beat Ladder to 527. Right. I mean, you got all these these legends, these all old wives' tales, whatever you want to call them. I don't know if it's PC. Well, was the one, anymore, the one but, running, you know. the one running in the uh, Oyster Bay had someone running in a truck with water inside the pump, <laughs> pouring water into the pump. Yeah, you know, those type of stories, which are kind of funny. Harry Penny's got loads of those stories. I was, gonna, I was just going to say that. The greatest. And they are great stories. Upstate is one of my favorite times when we go for the skate. Yeah, dinner. right. It's just, it's just. Uh, Especially when uh, Harry has a few extra sodas, it's uh, a little pap, blue ribbon, pap's blue ribbon. All right, the Guzzler is not on the board. You know, getting the rust out today, right? You know, trying to polish up a little bit again. Well documented that they've been dealing with injuries this year. They're back today. They're out running. You know, just get the kinks out. It's essentially, like their first full tournament. Right, well, it is their first full tournament, not essentially. Good start. They're off and running. Let's see if we get water in. We got water in the hose. There we go. Great to handle. What are coming through the top length right now. That's set up. He's going to miss right, and then it blew off the hydrant. The hydrant? Yeah. So I guess it was a cross initially that just stayed on, but as soon as water came out of the All tip, the time. it blew off of the hydrant. And then there was a little bit of a jolt now. We're going to have a little extra water right in that set spot. It'll be the rock uh, set of Woodlanders. It's not that, a great pot for water. That crossover spot right yeah. there. That's right. So local committee is going to have to do a little squeegee job over, the, over there in that area. This drainage over here is fantastic. Oh, it's the greatest. Now, I'm saying this facility is nice. I this just love nice I, it. It's, it, you know, it's, it, they can host another state show here Absolutely. easily. You know, we, uh, we, we, we'd love to do this in Hempstead, you know, but it's, it's, it's money. It, it comes down to money. We, we'd love to, like, you know, we need our, our, our arch needs to be repointed. We'd love to have a new, po uh, you know, track to be paved, drain on the side. We'd love to redo I mean, the bleachers. This drainage sloping, nothing's puddled up. That's so, very nice. so nice. Very nice. nice. You know? Definitely nice facility, plenty of room. You know, I remember 01, they had the stands on the other side here, you know, it set, a, it set up a pretty cool feel for that tournament. It's something we're all looking into doing, we just, we have to see what the logistics are for, uh, yeah. that's what, 17? 17 is now so? 17-21? I mean, we had talked about putting in for, you know, nothing's yeah. official yet, I mean, yeah, it's always I've like the go-to place is Hampstead, you know, Andrew, so, yeah. I've been talking to Andrew from West Hampstead, yeah, just yeah that was the plan together. No, it comes down to it. The tough part is the drill is not really the tough part to run. You know, it's all the prep it comes work. down to the prep work and the parade. The parade. You know, the two hard things to run. Wow. Oh, did I say that? <laughs> but that's the tough Whoops. part. And uh, a lot of the, you know, back in the days, a lot of these departments are smaller, too. Yep. You know, it used to be where you have big departments. You don't have that anymore, so. I think what you guys do is great. Over there, sure. you know what I mean? Be, you know, which is very nice. A little bit. Plenty of room yeah. in the back. No doubt. Yeah, you guys got the spot back there. Yeah, yeah, we got, <laughs> I got the shade in That car's in the shade. That's, South that's a Sally Boy spot. They always <laughs> go back there, you know. In 2001, Merrick, uh, Merrick ran it. Yeah. Uh, we had, uh, they actually had got the use of the parking lot in the rear uh, over by the golf course over there. On the back. Yeah, which is. Um, that's big back there. There's a lot of room it's here. Very nice. Nice golf course too down there, right on the water. It so nice you know, it was tough course. to have to arrange that to get the parking over there. You know, must have been a full lot, 18? lot of politics no, going on. Is that a full 18 or no? Nine? No, it's just a nine. Yeah. It's a nice nine. Yeah. Clocks again. Selden on the line. Yeah. At Rockville Center, Selden went before. 
have time to because we get along like a lot of teams, some teams back off the line, is that a decision you guys make to drive the makes on backing off the line, coming back up the line, or just staying where you are, starting to truck and go? Danny will make that call to start. He'll turn around and ask what we want to do. For the most part, just shut it off and stand there. Because I know a lot of teams, personally, my thing is to back off the line, uh, race a motorized animal fashion, just to back off the line myself, get my guys to come back up to go into a routine. But said so how, how teams differ on their approaches to running and getting ready for an event. Try not to think about it too much. Yeah. Yeah, just go through your motions. Go through your motion. Right. Chris keeps us loose on the back. We saw actually some field goals going on. Yeah, I don't know what that there. was all yeah, about. Was field goal <laughs> kicking going on. It was all out. Laces out. Well, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe that's something new you could do before Behoes every shot. <laughs> you know, while we have a little delay, guys, I, I printed up in this date in racing history. You know, I just have it just to be ready, you know. <laughs> you know, July 11th is today's date. Um, it's usually the county weekend, a little yes, different sir. this year. We got a combined county point drill for Suffolk and Nassau today, but this is usually the day where we're split, where there's a tournament in Nassau and a mm -hmm. tournament in Suffolk. So it's been that way for years. But today's July 11th. We're going to go back to the 1992 season. <laughs> I just got a guy. I just did a couple things with the numbers. You know, the 92 season coincides with the 15 season in terms of the numbers. I was 10. But yeah, there you go. I was. Uh, the, the 92 season was like my first season coming around as a kid. I was. Uh, what was I? 14. I was 14, and that was the year I really, you know, started getting into the team names. What's and this all about? Yeah. That's my fourth year racing. You know, so. uh, there you uh, go. 88. <laughs> but uh, this state in racing history, you got the uh, Oyster Bay Teddy Boys, yeah. the 1992 Nassau County champs, Just 20 and a half points. Um, I'll go through that. Yeah, let's see. So you had Oyster Bay first, Roslyn tying for second with West Hempstead with 14. The Flukes and the Yellow Hornets tying for fourth there you go. with 13. Just some good numbers for the day that day. Three-man ladder, Yellow Hornets, 621. Then, you know, fifth place was a 664, you know, for our Nassau County invite with, no, you know, Yellow Hornets, Flukes, Teddy's Boys, Rascals, Bangtails, 621 to 664, the top five there. Teddy's Boys with, uh, I guess, Joe, Joe Boy running, 548, 1B ladder, <laughs> going down to a 637 by the, by the Port Washington Roadrunners. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was a bad B ladder day. You got the, you got the Rough Riders getting in there with a 572 for, four, for second place. West Hempstead won C ladder back in 1992 with a 933. I guess that's Paulie Jordan's heyday in 1992. You know, the 1991-92 sure. Westerners, they, they were a very good team. You know, a team that you know, placed top five that, that were, you know, were picked to be, you know, they were a tier eight team back then. Paul Washington Roadrunners, 13.03, winning C. Hose this date in racing history at the Nassau County Championship. The Flukes winning B. Hose in an 8.31. Roslyn Highland has talked a lot about their efficiency team, 9.05. Teddy Boys again finishing up with the day with first and motor pump, first and buckets. What track was that at? Uh, I believe the 92 County Invite. Well, I think it was in Oyster Bay. Was that the Leon Day when he was riding? Yes, it was. He was riding on the back of the back of the train, waving, history, right? waving, out, of, waving <laughs> out of the back of the train because of the old doors. They used to run the old diesel trains. 23 years doors. ago, I got that right. 15 yeah, plus 8 so. Yeah. so 23 years ago today is the That's day Leon showed up to a tournament on the train because the Oyster Bay track is right by the, by train, by the station. train station. <laughs> so he's sitting there waving, hey! That's awesome. You know, and that's the old train, the doors that were open on the side. <laughs> that's right. He actually, he actually <laughs> leaned out of the thing and waved as he was pulling up to the track. So 23 years ago today, the Teddy Boys winning the Nassau County uh, Nassau County Championship. We go to Suffolk that day in 1992. Oh not sure where the drill was, but not much has changed. Yeah, West Sable West winning Sable it with 23. Sure. Got the Hobos second with 18. Patchogue 16. East Ice up 12. West Ice up 11. Some good numbers for the day. You have three six threes and three-man ladder. Bayshore, Patchogue, West Sable, 33 to 36. 
Uh, B ladder, nice numbers that day, 518 with Cad. Can I have your attention, please. General judges to the starting line. General judges. Not to speculate, but uh, they move some. When general judges the starting line, if I'm uh, no, if I'm the couple teams that missed, I might be. Uh, what's going on? Going up there to figure it out. Yeah, you know they got the they got the white board out there to do the uh, leveling eye. I don't know. Anyway, some more from July 11th, 1992. Okay, Chris got? Murphy going to come back in and join us? So you're going to go down? Okay, sorry. He might go down for a little headset. Like I said, Bayshore with Cab winning B-Ladder that day with 518. Hobos, 524. Chucky Doyle. West Sable, 533. I'm going to guess that's Billy Zoller. Billy, you guys want me to go okay. over this one? Yeah, go check it out, man. You said it. Melville Time Bandits Melville, getting go. in there with a 552 tied with the Snails for fifth place. Pretty good number for fifth place. What'd you say, C.I. Ren? 25? 524. 20. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> C. Ladder, North Lindy wins it with a 912. That hurts. I don't know what that yeah, noise that is. Yeah, that really hurts. Yeah. <laughs> Hobo's 920. West Sable 1 Sea Hose with a 1315 back this date in racing history, July 11th at the Suffolk County Championship. Patchogue winning with an 812 and B Hose. Shocker. Hobo's 883 efficiency. There we go. Followed by the Time Bandits 889 efficiency. Melville again. Yep. Motor pump went to West Sable. Listen to the pump time. 664 first, then four sevens. Where was this? <laughs> it was the track? Yeah, Ellesmere Wanderers, I guess, went down for the Suffolk Ellesmere, County. Ellesmere used to be a part of Suffolk County. Really? Yes. That's interesting. How do you know that? <laughs> that is a great uh, tip. Back in the day, the, there's no area where Ellesmere is. Okay. Uh, so they had no area to join, so they joined Suffolk County. Okay. Because that's, I guess, uh, Nassau would be closer, but they ended up Murph, you got an open mic, dude? Yeah, uh, Chris, you got an open mic? No, he doesn't have his headphones on. Yes, that's he's got an open mic then. That, I'm almost deaf. Every time it hits his leg, it's like that's jolting big, us. That's a big leg. Chris, watch your mic, Chris. Turn your mic off. Oh, that, all right. That's oh. better. That's better. Yeah, that's better. Hey, there we go. Oh, <laughs> no, no, it's oh. back again. Maybe that's not what it is. Fred, you hearing that feedback? Dude, that's like... That's vicious. Making me deaf. Vicious. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to just talk with holding my ears like this. All uh, right, man. 883 CI, 889 Melville win in efficiency. Oh, I was talking about pump. Four sevens in pump that day. Terrible pump day in the 92 Suffolk County Championship. And then East Lysa running a 2189 in buckets. This date in racing history to win that contest. Yes, East Lysa will get a rerun. Did you uh, combine the time? I did. There you go. I did. <laughs> That's what I was getting at. So 1992, we know the year of the Redskin. Yes. Yeah. You know, 19 uh, points. Yeah, that's right. You know, you also had West Sable. You had CI. You had North Lindy. Those are your favorites going in. Six that day. Yeah, North Lindy had a bad day too at the '92 state. You know, it was Patchogue and it was uh, Bayshore running away with it. Yellow Hornets having a good day. What Patchogue score? Fifteen. They missed in ladders, and then I think they like swept B and C hose that broke every record. Maybe a pump Shocker. record in there too. All right, but if you combine, trick, trick. Hey guys, you got me? Yeah, I got you, Murphy. I'm got here in the star line. Uh, apparently, the uh, starting uh, box is a box that the lights hook up to. Right. Uh, that communicates with the computer so that they can start the uh, time here. Okay. Uh, that thing uh, went a little haywire. They're going to replace it, and apparently, for East Ice, trying as soon as he set the clock, the light went yellow. Uh, so that's why they're going to get a rerun for themselves. But the the entire contest doesn't get rerun. Because uh, these parts are interchangeable, they're all approved by the county and the state. All right, good stuff. So back up to you. Yeah, thank you, sir. That's a uh, good break there for the East Islip Guzzlers because they did miss. They had a miss. Uh, if you remember, the hydrant blew off yeah, once the water came off. out of the nozzle. So you know, hey, it, it is what it is. They, Take they, it. They'll get a rerun. Second chances are always good. Take right. It. Right. 
and so uh, you know, the reason they get a rerun is because they wouldn't have had a time if they had run right. a good shot. You know what I mean? So that's not fair either. So that's the reason for the rerun there. So we'll look forward to the East Ice of Gozers looking to get on the board here <coughs> today. They're doing a little bleed at the hydrant, but I did do the, c you know, we're talking about the state and racing history. <coughs> we'll do a little proposal broadcast the tournament. We'll go over this. But if you combine the 1992 Nassau County Tournament and the 1992 Southern County go. Tournament, the top five for the day would be the Flying Dutchman with 17. And that, you know... They go from 23 in the Suffolk County points to 17 with a combined drill. So West Sable would have won with 17. The Hobos, 16. Excuse me, 16. Patchogue, 12. Bayshore and Oyster Bay would have tied for fourth and fifth with nine points. So the Teddy's Boys of 92, they actually went on to place in the state drill that season. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy, good Back year. to back seasons, 92 and 93. I believe they came in fourth place both years. Is that the, the year? Boys. I might be wrong. I have to find out, Joe Boy, that he. he uh, Busted open his chin and ran buckets. Ah, that I don't know. I haven't heard that story. That's something I'm sure he's listening back at the North Lindy camp. Yeah, Joe, boy, let me know. Yeah. Right, wave. That year that was. Well, right, wave. <laughs> I know it was this. I know. I think it was at a state. I'm almost positive it was at a state tournament. I don't know right, but they ran some good numbers of buckets too at the yeah. 93 state. And both both state drills they ran a good number. Maybe a 20 or 21. So yeah, that's the state racing history. For more on this, go to fdarchive.com. It's always good to check out and to bring back the stories from the past. Again, the story today was about the 1992 Suffolk County and Nassau County motorized rockets on the line, which were separate. Of course, this weekend was known for that. This weekend, this year, is now a combined county point drill, and it's the North Belmore Invite, which we're used to having the week before the state. Now, of course, this weekend. Looks like we're ready to run, gentlemen. Rockville Center. Missing some guys in the middle. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. Running with seven people. That's about right. <laughs> Common core math. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I see what you mean, though. You know, it's it's a lot of flakes there in the middle. Maybe uh, the last dragging spot. Yeah, it was those middle three, man. They're the most important. Yeah. yeah. The Rifle Center Woodline has been standing around a long time. They're Carry off and running. Backup man carrying flakes. Good yeah, hit at the hydrant. We got water through the hose. Yeah. Water coming through the top. Let's see how the nozzle man plays. He go. He gets shot left and right. Backup man was carrying the flakes on that one. Yeah. You think that had an impact on where the nozzle man's first stream went? Because he was left, way left, and then he brought back right. I backed up for a few years, four or five years. you got to be right behind him. Yeah. Time for Rifle Center. 10.22, 10.22. Next team on the line, balls with Tomcats. Yeah, no, I agree yeah, with you Especially there. like a course like here or Hempstead, you, yeah. you got to be right with your nozzle. You got to run. Yeah, you can get away with a little bit of Lindenhurst, get away with a little other tracks we run on, but. Getting a text from Adam here, 1992 Suffolk County was in Central Islip, and he believes that it was West Sable's first win since the 86th town. That's the case. That started a hell of a run. And maybe their first major drill win since 77 Labor Day. Again, he's speculating there. But, yeah, you know, interesting when you put it in perspective. Was that West Hamble's first major win when they went on that run? Never I don't know back. I don't know much about the 90-91-92 West Hamble Flying Dutchman. Is that Mike's first or second year? Uh, yeah, he, you know, he came around in 90, I believe, right? 90, I think he was, yeah. As, was as, we were talk, <coughs> as we were talking about... He did truck climb a motorized till about 94, 95. 95, I think, was his first season full... Because Billy was climbing the 94 states, right? Yeah, and he ran a f he ran a 489, 489, I believe, that season. Yeah, he set the state record in B ladder. How great is that? 489, 
Yeah. Replaced by 42 fours. Yeah, yeah. 45 <laughs> to be exact. Almost 40, almost 46 today. Ball and Tomcats coming. Yeah, they're off and running. I thought maybe the middle uh, dragger broke the light a little too early. Another miss at the hydrant. Yeah, another miss at the hydrant is right, and the, the nozzle man's on this wrong. He's on the wrong line. He's got to go up another 25 feet. That's feet, a lot of pressure. To whatever be that is, right? Yeah. For that long. <laughs> 25 feet, right? I always get that mixed up. Too. Yeah, right. Time for the Tomcats, 13.79. Next team on the line, the Westbury Turtles. I'll give you the top five in the contest. 9.05, Kopeg, first place. 9.10, Lindenhurst is second. 9.89 by Selden, third. 10.22, Rockville Center is fourth. And that 13.79 that you just heard by Baldwin is fifth right now. Right. So looking to round out the top five a little bit better. Local committee's done a nice job today. Yeah. We're talking about the county drills uh, coming up next week. Is next week we have the Suffolk County combo drill out at Riverhead. Out at Riverhead, where uh, this is the first year in a long time that I can remember, where county drills will be on two separate dates, and they're both going to be combo drills. Old-fashioned. The Suffolk County bill is uh, trying something new with a, a core event, which will be all the old-fashioned events minus efficiency replacement in two and a one. And then the next week will be the Nassau County Drill in Rockville Center, where they're going to run all eight of the old-fashioned events with the motorized. So if you are around, come out and watch both of those drills. Where is that tournament? Where is the Nassau County Tournament? It is in Rockville Center. Nice. Hope you're around, Tom. We're going to need a lot of help on the radio. Yeah, we'll <laughs> see, man. Just checking out, just checking out the, go ahead man, take it over. Yeah, I was just looking at text, you know, it's hard to catch up here, we haven't had a, we didn't break between BHOs and efficiency today. No so commercial break? Just catching up on text, well they had, they, had, bills? they had the Jack Abrams presentation, yes. we wanted to get that on the air, so that was nice, but yeah, no, we're going to have to pay some bills after fifth. Overtime. The Turtles on overtime, next team on the line. Washington Roadrunner. But you know, getting back to that stat, if that's West Sable's first major motorized <coughs> with that team, yeah, think about the run amazing. that that started, right? You know, that started a run. You had 23 years of of ah, just dominance. Dominance, <laughs> no doubt about it. There's no other way to say it. Right? Absolutely, yeah, it's been well documented. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Right. You know, teams teams try to emulate them. I mean, they did for years. I mean, copying West Sable and trying to trying to beat them. Yeah. <laughs> and it didn't happen often. County point tournaments. You know, now Nassau, you know, you only get points for Nassau County or Suffolk County if you take points top yeah, five, right? No they're not, they're not reshuffling no them or anything like that, right? It's okay. just you're getting points for running. And so next week is the Nassau County combo? Next week is a Suffolk next County combo. Next week is Suffolk. Okay, wait. Well, it's, it's not Suffolk County. Did they do a combo they did a combo Oh, no way. That's cool. So where's that going to be? Riverhead. Your place? Riverhead. Okay. Riverhead. Oh, I, I knew that. That's right. It's the normal Riverhead invite, but they're doing it just Suffolk. Su Suffolk, and oh, then okay. the parade the following, and then our invite on the first. Right. And so, and then the Rockville Center's hosting the Nassau. Nassau County. That's a nice tournament. It's a nice place to run. I like, running. I like to run on that track. A lot of track. shade down there, man. A lot of shade on narrow track. Yeah, right next to the school over there. Yeah. Yep. Sea ladder always was uh, yeah, an interesting. Yeah, you got to like back just up. run there. You got like a nice tree <laughs> over to yeah. the left. You know, you got to go around it, you know. <laughs> yep. It's kind of one of those tracks where you come in and all of a sudden the bleachers are there and you got people around you. It's like yeah. you, you're tight and then you run into like a wall of people. That's right. 
Very true, man. Kind of almost like running a patch hog. Was kind of the same thing. Yeah, that's right. Which I did like. What's got the track here? My first time, first time I ever ran it was in patch hog. Patch hog was a nice track. I like yeah, I liked it down by the water. It was cool. All right, so who's up? Paul Washington. Paul Washington. Three and a half points on the day. Good start. Off. Nice middle. We nice got water. Middle water runs. Runs. Straight. Nice hose leg. Oh, yeah. Lines See, up. Target. That's nice. That's the best target end of the day, yeah. usually. Hose was straight. There's no your case. first. There's your first eight. Thought the stick could have been a little faster. Does it beat the 905? Time for the turtles. Sounds like it does. Eight point I'm sorry. Roadrunners. Roadrunners. Freudian slip. My apologies. <laughs> Paul Washington Roadrunners. 8.93. 8.93. Next team on the line. Center lights of hobos. And that is a first place shot right now. Paul Washington Roadrunners running an 8.80 at the 2010 North Belmore Invitational Actually, this is East Ice up on the line here. Uh, guys, I don't know, I don't know if it's up. A little bit, Murph. Hey, come in. Check one, two. Come there on. you there you uh, Hey, now. Hi there. What do you got, Mo? Uh, all right, correction on who is on the line. I lost you if you hang on. For the rerun will be East Islip Guzzlers. Uh, running nozzle for the Port Washington Roadrunners was uh, WWE champion Seth Rollins, <laughs> which was interesting. Uh, he's only got a couple more, you know, days or weeks left with that belt, though, man. I don't yeah, know. SummerSlam yeah, is losing yeah, the belt. Yeah, no, Brock, Brock is definitely man. taking the belt back. He has vacation. Now he's ready to come back in. <laughs> is J&J &J here today, or? Who's J&J Security? That's a great yeah, question. <laughs> Find the two littlest guys. I think that'll be it. <laughs> I'm in. Me, you, Pat. You broke up, Murph. Anyway, Chris Murphy, thank you for that update there. Seth Rollins on a nozzle. Thank a little, you. Little WWE <laughs> mix is always good. That yep. last run there, again, the importance of those middle guys getting it out. That hose was straight. Oh, nice straight hose lay. Good target hit straight hose. You'll do well. Okay, so the Guzzlers looking to get on the board. They ran an overtime first, got a rerun because of an issue with the timing lights at the beginning of the track. Let's we'll see if they take advantage of that. They need to if they want to get on the board here. Let's see. We got water there in the hole. Oh, there we go. Good looking run so far. Coming through the links. Heading the top length Straight right to now. Down. That's ready. He's down and a little high at first, but then the target went up. High and left, and then he brought it back to the spot. I think there was a little loop. Time for the Guzzlers. 9.12, 9.12. Next team on the line, the central ice of hobos. Sometimes that little loop by that first coupling pulls your nozzle up a little bit, pulls it up, and just goes a little high. It's very easy to turn an O and a T from overtime into a 912. <laughs> that works out pretty well. I got my, my pen here. That's what, fifth, fourth? Yeah, let's see. 893 is first, 905 is second by Kopeg, 910 third by the Snails, 912 is now fourth place. And then 989 is going to be fifth by Selden. You got Hobos, Dutchman, back to back right now, and two big shots as we head towards the, uh, you know, we're in the final three contests. Central Ice at 14, West Sable 16. These are events that both these teams can definitely, uh, can definitely run. Yep. Yeah, I see you're up here, Pat. You ran a contest a long time. <laughs> I think. They're probably talking about... What are you, like the 13th fastest guy in the team now? Uh, I might be about 16th <laughs> now, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, speaking of that, with this water, and we've seen the water... Got to run. Um, run. Could we flirt with a record today? 
The record's heavy, man. Eight forty is the record, but they did put it in the eight threes at the Joe Hunter a couple years ago. Doesn't count. I mean, but could you? Could, could we see it today with this type of water? Four sixty. This is Hempstead. Sure. This is Hempstead water. I'll take a uh, an eight ninety two. Eight ninety two. There you go. <laughs> you got to gain on West Sable though, so you got to put it heavier than that, sir. All right, the track is being cleared off here by for the CI hobos. CI. Billy doing an excellent job as always. This is where the reseeding would be interesting. Talking about that earlier, having the reseeding for the state drill. Oh. You know what I mean? After based yeah. on your points. Think about the closing five. It'd be pretty cool. All right, we're gonna have uh, Ryan Murphy running hydrant. Who's running nozzle there? Is that Brian? Uh, Brian, Brian and uh, Jake backing up. Jake backing them up. Looks like they're off and gone. Let's see how they hook up at the hydrant. Ooh, Ooh. we missed. Same missed like many of the teams at the beginning of the uh, contest missed. Got 3.27 on the swipe. Got 3.20. The silence is deafening here in Merrick right now. Time for the hobos. 10.90. Next team on the line, the Flying Dutchman from West Sable. And that presents an opportunity for West Sable to really separate themselves from the hobos. Six, yes, two point lead. If they take five here, we're looking at a seven point lead potentially. And you know, with misses coming from West Hempstead, they could really put some space. A miss from Islip, West Sable could. Uh, this really could open up a really for them spread right now. spread apart. Yep. Right after this event, with only 10 points left on the board. It also leaves the door open for the new High Park Termites to uh, yeah, move into second cool. place. Yeah, They have 10 and a half, so they need to run a pretty good number. But first, West Sable, let's see what they do here with the opportunity to really start pulling away. hear the music playing in the background, one of the uh, new additions to the sport for the, uh, maybe about five years now, you know, we've had the DJ playing four or five years, I don't know. Which I think everything with this scoreboard, the radio, yeah, I back, think about it, you know, remember when, I remember I started racing in 97, and in 98 they started having the, oh, the websites up, you could look at the results from the previous tournament, it was the coolest thing ever. Sure. And, uh, and we were like, what's next, you know, nothing's going to be better than that, and then all of a sudden, here we are, radio, live streaming, you know. Well, a lot of downtime up yeah, there, and, uh, takes a little bit of a way, yeah. good job. I mean, video now, I sure. mean, we, I mean, it's just, home. just, it's great, and we said it before, people live listening all over the all over the world, United States, all over the world. Yeah. It's I had my Aunt Denise from California, a fan from the 70s, you know. <laughs> and believe it or not, you know, it gets a lot of, I've got some emails throughout the website as the area rep for NASA that, you know, where are the tournaments now? I want to yeah. come out and see it. I'm coming home. Yeah, and Stuff cool. like that because they're listening and watching on the. Yeah. Patch of Fairs chiming <laughs> in as always, giving me a few texts throughout the day. Billy Moon, Robbie Moon chiming in. You got the Group Me app on your phone. You yeah. know, you can just hear what people are saying. You talk about racing like the chat 24-7 room. if you want. Yeah. All right, guys, big shot here for the West Sable Flying Dutchman. The track is cleared. They have a two-point lead over the Hobos. Potentially, they could make that a seven-point lead. Good start. See how Mikey hooks up at the hydrant. Water in the hose. Looks good. I got about a 286 handle. Water's in the top length right now. Let's see how Joe squares up. He kind of washed a little bit. Not terrible. I not still got bad. a pretty good eight. I got, I got I eight, had, eight. I had an eight. He didn't 63 he first Really? Water he didn't plate. flap at first water. Oh, that would... Nine for the Flying Dutchman. 9.03. 
9.03. All right, that's not going to be first, but it's Third, second. second. Yep. Next team on the line is Americ Buckeye. Just edges out Kopeg's 9.05. Who has the 9 flat? There is, no, there is no 9 flat. 9 flat? Okay. No, I, I got uh, 893 ports first. That 903 is second. 905, Kopeg's going to go to third. 910 by Lindy's fourth. And then that 912 by the Guzzler is going to go down to fifth. You agree with me, Freddie? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that, you know, you look at the significance of hundredths of a second. I mean, that's the story of West Sayville's day. Did Woodland Hills run a 9.10 or a 9 flat? I got them as 9.10. What do you have Lyndon Hurst's running I for Freddy? I a 9 flat. I could be wrong. Freddy, what did the snails run? 9 flat. 9 flat. He's got 9 flat. Could you just check? I thought uh, I see 9 flat on I'll the check. Uh, I'll change I mine. Think. All right, that could be, that's a big mistake then, that I've been mentioning this whole time. I thought there was a 9 flat on board, that's why I said that before. Look at Merrick. Buckeyes on the line. All right, so that's going to, yeah, yeah, so then that's that puts West Able in third. So that saves you guys a point if you're looking to keep the gap closed. Oh, sorry, Merrick's coming down. Got water in the hose. Well, can't get the hydrant. Now's a man's head. That's a good target hit right there. I'm telling you, a lot of young guys in this Merrick Buckeyes team. Yep. I said watch them in practice. uh, They stick together. They're going to... They're going to have a good team. Time for the Buckeyes. 9.03. That is a huge monkey wrench shot right the there. New High Park termites. That ties West Sable and takes a half a point away from them. You know, it's a, it, that's a monkey wrench shot. Keep your eye on America Buckeyes ground events team. They ran a 6.85 and three-man ladder. Now a 9.03 in efficiency. What were their uh, B and C ladder times? The B and C ladder, no time in the 10.19. So, yeah, I mean, you got their ladder time is, uh, they're, they're coming along. Yeah. It's uh, it's um, they had a, a thrower issue where they were going back and forth with throwers. It's a nice shot. So let's re- let me redo the top five then. So <laughs> so Paul Washington ran the 8.93. Then the nine flat is by Lindenhurst. That's second place. Sorry, Lindenhurst. I've been saying 9.10 this whole time. So you got yourself an extra few points now. That 9.03 is going to be tied for third and fourth between West Sable and New High Park. So that's two and a half points potentially for both for each team. And then that 9.05 by Copeg. Yeah, New Hyde Park here, Bayshore. Yeah, that's right. Manhasset. Yep. Yeah, so that's a huge shot right there, taking a half a point away. All right, New Hyde Park has a track. New Hyde Park with an opportunity here to really uh, move into second place. We got water in the hose. Okay, it's through that middle length. Frankie making the approach. He's on and waiting. Target up. That could be the number that they need. I might beat that 893. It was a little low on the target. Nine for the termites. 9.26. Oh, wait. 9.26. Going by the eye clock. 9.26 out of the money. Next team on the line from Bayshore Redskins. He was a little low on the target. Yeah, right, up, right, yeah, right. right. And brought it up. It might have been, a, might have been in the 9.0s if he hit first water. I bring up this hundredth of a second constantly to my team, how a big deal a hundredth of a second can be. <laughs> I, that's what I was just saying before, right? It's Thanks for reminding me. Yeah, we'll, we'll, if you look at West Sable's day today, that 892 in C ladder won three one hundredths of a second over the 895. In B hose, they ran a 778. If they run a hundredth of a second slower, then they're in a three-way tie now. 
So that's a, that's an extra point and a half. It's an extra two points, two and a half points for them. And we're talking four one hundredths of a second combined. Yeah, so we, we run, you know, we run this. It's such a close sport. And yeah. When you got numbers that are up there, it's not big of a difference, but it it is. I mean that that those one hundredths of a second. You know, eventually I would love to see the thousands of a second would kind of be interesting. <laughs> oh my God, you think? Need bigger scorecards. <laughs> no, I don't know. Keep it hundredths. <laughs> Stop some ties. It would. I almost feel like it comes down too much to like human error or even like equipment failure. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean when it, when you get to the thousandth. When you even look at uh, like an efficiency, if someone has the hose up a little bit on their knee, Bayshore can put a some shot here. Yeah, they can. Bayshore four points on the day. Didn't run their C trucks. The C trucks. Excuse me. What do we got left? They only have one. Never know. Yeah. <laughs> Never know. You know, I talking about Bayshore being, uh, you know team that could, uh, you know, put it together and shock the world this year. Tier A team, I put them up there, and uh, looking good this season. See what they do in their shot right now. We got water in the hose. Oof. Got a lot of speed coming down That's the track. Straight. And the target is up. Even, you know, not first, first water. water. No, so I, that's going to cost them a couple tenths there. Yeah, I think it's going to be out of it. Might be out of the money, right? Nine for the Redskins. 9.23. 9.23. Almost identical Next shot. Next on the line, the yeah. Seville Blue Jays. You know, Pat, you mentioned it before. The three middle guys are the most important. Most important. They're, they're, I guess, their top coupling man, or maybe the guy right before him. He was like neck and neck with the nozzle man, like almost the whole way down. You know, I mean, that's speed, right? Yeah. It's fast. Oh, that's Al. Al can run. Yeah, okay. Yeah, again, I don't know everyone's name. I wish I could <laughs> just remember him. Fellow teacher. Fellow yeah. teacher. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That dragon spot up top is... Uh, uh, he's fast. The two couplings yep. is, is... Fastest guy. Fastest guy in your Put team. Your fastest guy. Nine oh five is the number to beat if you want to get a point in efficiency today. That's Copeg Yellowbirds holding up for one point right now. Sable car plays Farmingville and Manhasset, the final four teams to run in this contest. None of these four teams have any points, so they're looking to play the role of spoiler right now. <coughs> West Sable looking to increase their lead as much as they can. All the other contenders are out of the money right now. Right now, that 9.03 by West Sable will give him an extra two and a half points to extend the lead to four and a half over the Hobos. Unless some of these teams here can play the spoiler game. And inefficiency out of any of your event is possible to play a spoiler. A lot of teams can run this contest. All right, we got a miss at the hydrant. So it's not going to be the Sable Blue Jays to uh, play the role of spoiler today in this contest. Overtime for the Blue Jays. Overtime. Next team on the line, the call plays frogs. It's always not about the fast handle on this, too. Your, your, your hose lay has to be good for a fast handle. You can't have a bad hose lay and a fast handle because it's still going to do nothing for you. You gotta kind of mix those in together. Juan, you guys run an efficiency at, at, at Hempstead there with, with that incredible pressure in water. Yeah. You ever find it more difficult to go to a track that's got slower pressure, slower water? Yes. Because we, because we, a lot of times JoJo and I would get down there, we'd be waiting, 
and you're not used and, to and it. And you got to get first. You got first drop, and that's it. If yeah. you don't, if you miss first water, you're Straight done. Straight down. We we weren't very good in other in tracks like that over throughout the years, and I think part of it was because we practiced at Hempstead. The it's one time we actually, yeah, the one time we actually got pretty. I don't know if lucky's the word, but <laughs> the 07 State and Ridge. Yes. We took five, we took first place yes, in efficiency that day. We're like, it got us back in it. We almost won the whole thing from it. We took 12 out of the last 15. But we weren't expecting first place in efficiency at the state drill. You know that. You know, it was unbelievable. We 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 we, we were terrible. We sucked at efficiency at your track. Could never run a shot. You know, always struggled there. But we would come to a place like here or in Hempstead with with high pressure. We would always Eight, seven, we, we, we were getting down the track. You know. And that's why I think like the Hobos efficiency team. That's why I put them. You know, above all else is because they could run anywhere. You know, you guys have done it for years. You know. Waiting's a big deal for a target, especially in efficiency. Miles on that waiting is tough. Yeah. Think too much. Yeah. And then you know your hands start to get a little shaky. Sure. Yeah, I guess you know I didn't run nozzle too often. But. And you're putting that nozzle out in front of you, you know, and then you run it with it sitting in front of you, and nothing's coming out. Yeah, exactly. And then you hear people yelling water behind you. Yeah. All right, the frogs are coming down the track. Let's see if they hook up at the hydrant. They do. We got water in the first two lengths. Everything looks good. Oh, the nozzle man kind of stumbled, regained his balance, and still hit the target. Yeah, good target it. I thought he was going down. That nice was pretty recovery. good. Yeah. I don't know if you know his leg might have hit the hose or a flake, but good recovery there. Could have been. Uh, I do like the green hose. <laughs> a lot of high fiving going on between the nozzle yeah, man and nice the backup recovery. man. Yep. Oh my have An issue right now. Chief Judge, pick up the radio. I guess we're looking at a potential rerun by Carl Place. I don't know. I didn't give him that time. We're looking for the Chief Judge. Rerun's always been fair to me in efficiency. I've had two oh. really memorable reruns. Oh, yeah, we got 2000 CI invite, Roslyn. Ended got up running a first place shot in efficiency on a rerun. Time for the Frogs. 13.20. <laughs> I think crisis averted. Next team on the line, the Farmingville Bandits. What was the reason for the rerun? Uh, official stepped on a track. There you go. And then, uh, three County, same thing. Nice. Just walk out and And that, that rerun in 2000 at CI propelled you to the overall victory of Bay Shore that day, yeah. right? That was a good and a half points. Yeah, that's how I remember that. 14, man. whatever it was. That, that was what that season was like. I mean, the state yeah. road was the same thing. You know, West Haven winning it that year with 16 and a half. I think there were six you know? or seven teams that could have won that. Oh, no, it was unbelievable. Buckets. New High Park, one of yep. them, you know. And I was, yeah, to me, that was goes, the best yeah. ending of a state tournament was going in the buckets in that, yeah. in that state. Yeah, you got your 08 state was great, 2000 state, the 07 state was exciting. 13 could have been good. I, I, I think Islip was gonged, so, you know, it was kind of yeah. anticlimactic. 09 was great. You had four teams that could have won at the end. So hoping we'll get that in five weeks out in Ridge. The Farmingville Bandits are running down the track. They got water in the hose. It's a straight first length. Yeah. yeah. See how the nozzle man fares. He That's hits it, it pretty good. Yeah. Time for the Bandits. 1152, 11 52. Next team on the line, the Manhattan Lakeville Minutemen. Saying, oh, I. I 
Farmingo guys yelling at the light went off. Somebody's yelling. It looked uh, it looked a little faster to me than that. I thought but, it was, yeah, I thought it was faster. Yeah, but you don't know. Now man could have his someone could have their foot their knee in the light. You know, there's a lot of things that can make the light trip that's not error. You watch some of these nozzles and they're with the nozzles down low. You know, you've kicked that out. You can just trip the light with it. It's very easy. Yep. Farmingville has uh, run a number in every event today. No overtimes or no times for them. That's a good sign of things. I don't, I don't know how often they've been out this season there, Pat, but... They've made them all. Yeah. Okay, good. All right, Manhattan Lake was going to be the last team to run efficiency today. What's the uh, fifth place? Yeah, they got to beat 905. 905. Yep. Yeah, again, you got 893 by the Roadrunners. Then that nine flat by Lindenhurst is second. Two 903s, West Sayville and Merrick, holding up for third and fourth. And then fifth is that 905 by the Yellowbirds. Now that that those points from Merrick are big for a team yeah, that's growing. Yeah, right. Last year winning the William St. George Merrick. Yeah, that's right. Chris um, Murphy said that before. And then coming into a, a major drill. You get a, a couple points in a major drill, and this yep. is both counties playing. That's right. That's yeah, something to build talk on. Talk about those monkey wrench teams at the sure. state drill. You know, you got to put Merrick in there. If they're running a 903 in efficiency, it could. You know, you think of your Freeport Dead End kids. Obviously, they got better than just the monkey wrench team, right. but you think of Melville Time Band. Hutchog with buckets, right. I saw the so Schlagers and Behoes. That's right. Behoes. That's you know, right. They were here. Here and in this 2000 state. You know, that's that's the beauty of the state drill. You know, you talk about having to qualify for it, but I like those monkey wrench teams in a state drill. They just, you know, they throw off the uh, top five at the end of the day, you know. And trust me, they've hurt me. <laughs> they've hurt my team in the past, but that's what it's all about, you know. Is Farmingville uh, going back on the line? I think so. So many yellow jerseys. Yeah, I see that. My qualifying thing was just a... a oh, yeah, it was oh, always yeah. just... Yeah, yeah. It was it was a proposal. Oh, no, I, was, I wasn't putting that on you. I'm just saying... <laughs> 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 Please. Proposal. No, Call Place topic. and Farmingville oh. will get a rerun. I got pretty beat up for that one, so... <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're going to do a couple reruns here. Just dead. Just and what and we need. Just what we need. And to the excitement up here. It's riveting. Yeah. Well, Manhasset could run a number here, looking to beat that 905. They could definitely put it in there, but... I think that Farmingville number was something that might have played. It was close. I didn't see... I didn't get a time on the handle, but that Farmingdale number looked at something could have played in the 90s. Comes Manhasset. Water in. Water in. Sean Fagan running hydrant. Straight hose. A little bit of wash on. To the right. To the right. Time for the Minutemen. 9.58. 9.58. All right, so that's not going to get into the top five gentlemen and ladies two listening at home. Two more reruns. Yeah. Did they give the reason why? I guess the light went yellow. Thinking it's probably just the same thing as earlier. Yeah.
checking my text messages here, guys. Sorry. Phone blowing up. On the line for that rerun, the call plays frogs. Just like the fourth inning, you want me to take over the play-by-play? Go ahead. You got it. I'm on a break. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I was looking to see where Merrick is running in the state drill. They're and for the, oh, they're running number 13. So, you know, you talk about monkey-range teams. Yep. Yeah. So, again, just to recap... Today was Selection Saturday. West West Hampstead's running 10. You got the Snails at 12. Port Washington at 16. East Ice at 18. Central Ice at 19. Hicksville 20. North Lindy 21. Yellow Hornets 23. Then we got some post entries. You got New High Park 34. Islip 35. Call Place has the track here. Go ahead. West Sable 40 and Bayshore 42. Good start. And a miss at the hydrant. Similar to many of the teams on the track today. So yeah, it's going to be an overtime here. Overtime for the frogs. Overtime. You know, speaking of those monkey wrench teams, let's talk about where they're running in the state, guys. I think on the line for their rerun, the Farmingville Bandits. Most dangerous team I see is Kopech. So you got Kopech, right. So, and Kopech, where did I say they were running? Let me just take a They're look. At the They're end. at the end. They're running number 46. So, right, you know, you see the numbers Kopech's putting up today. You know, 637 three-man ladder, 813 B-hose, yeah. 905 efficiency. I mean, they're they're borderline more what than Monkey shots? Wrench. You know, right, they, I would put them in that B tier. What's the uh, total number see, of teams? 40. 40. 40 are entered right now, yeah. North Belmore also? So. I mean, they put some hose time. North Belmore, they do all right in the hose times today. Exactly. And they're running 43, so they're at the back of the pack. Save a Blue Jays, maybe can throw a number up in there and be hosed, depending on how the how the tournament goes. You know, you got your Westbury Turtles, who could run some hose numbers. They're running 39. Hicksville. Hicksville Hicks, yeah. I, I mean, they're they're in that part with that group of four: East Islip, CI, Hicksville, North Lindy. I'm gonna put Hempstead in there. Yeah, Yellow Hornets. If they get the Spats guys running hoses, they can definitely throw a monkey wrench in there. Heard you making a comeback. Yeah, so yeah, we'll too. see. It's a rumor I'm hearing. Spencerport Red Onions, you never know with them. You know, if Johnny Short decides to make it a comeback, well, they're running nine. Quick to go back into the order here rather than... Uh, nah, yeah, no, nah, stop it. <laughs> Manhattan Lakeville, seven. Then you got, you know, your main transits, your Henriettas. You got main transit at, you know, 32. They could do some pump. Sure. They ran buckets a couple years ago, yes, 21 flat. Came down and raced in the Hunter that, the next year, right? That's, that's right. Speaking of that, you know, you just brought to my mind Riverhead Ironman running 46. They took a point in motor pump last motor year in the pump. state drill. That's a big thing for you know the hunter drill and for teams to go in there and these and these we put in the B mm-hmm. league going in and, and making it to a hunter and it gives sure. gives them more sure. of a like a I guess some more drive you know to get in there you're gonna go run with the big boys keeps people motivated yeah Point Pleasant running 28 team that can run motor pump runs a three man. I believe there's a tournament upstate today. Let me see if I can Which get some updates yes, about there that. Is. I think a northern tournament. Lake Placid Invitational Drill going on today as well. Let me uh, check the website, see if anything's updated. 1980 Olympics. Yeah, that's right. Snowing up there today. Yep. Formidable Bandits had a miss at the hydrant. And that's going to do it for efficiency. Time for the Bandits. 10-15. All right, so that five points, first place shot's going to go to the Port Washington Roadrunners. That's going to put them back in the mix for the nice top shot. five. That's going to give them eight and a half points on the day. 
That Lindenhurst snail shot's going to give them four big points and give them five. They haven't been having the day that they've been accustomed to in the early going of the 2015 season, but a big four spot right there puts them in potential for top five overall. Like they have some work to do. All right, so then that 9.03 is going to be third and fourth place. So three plus two divided by two is two and a half each. Two and a half. So that, you know, Merrick Buckeyes being a monkey wrench team right now, taking away a half a point from the Flying Dutchman. So West Sable's going to go to 18 and a half. That's going to be two and a half for Merrick. And then fifth place and one point looks like it's going to be the Copeg Yellowbirds. That's going to put them at five. So Move the equipment. Matt Spinell, he's calling me. I can't pick up right now, Matty boy. Matt, come on. <laughs> All right, so here's what I got. I got the ho I got the Dutchman with 18 and a half. I got the Hobos with 14. Ten points out there. It's going to be a good show at the end. After that, we got 10 and a half. West Hempstead? By New Hyde Park. By New Hyde Park. Ten, West Hempstead. All right. Eight and a half, Islip. Eight and a half, Port Washington. They all of a sudden find themselves in a f tie for fifth. Then we have a drop-off to five for Lindenhurst, five for Copeg, four for Bayshore, two-and-a-half Merrick, two-and-a-half North Lindenhurst, not having a good day today, the Piston Knockers, and then one point by the Westbury Turtles. But in North Lindenhurst, the streak continues, and with, two streak? and with two contests to go, they can definitely get in the top five. That's the point streak? Yeah, it goes back to 1978. That's amazing. And it's still going strong. That's we commented on it as soon as they amazing. scored. All right, Freddie's just going to do a double check of the total points. I just read them down to you. They're 100% accurate. Don't worry, you. folks. And with that, I'm going to click the mic off because we've been long-winded here. Yes. And we'll be back. Freddie's going to play the commercials in a minute, but I need a drink. Coca-Cola, of course. Live on top of the arch, 2015 North Belmore Invite. We'll be back with Motor Pump. Uh, results of the efficiency contest. In fifth place, with one point, the Copeg Yellowbirds. A tie for third and fourth between the West Sable Flying Dutchman and the Merrick Buckeyes. Two and a half points each. In second place, four points, the Lindenhurst Snails. And in first place with five points, the Paul Washington Roadrunners. Total points so far for the day. West Hempstead, 10. North Lindenhurst, 2.5. Lindenhurst Snails, 5. Copaig Yellowbirds, 5. Islip Wolves, 8.5. Westbury Turtles, 1. For Washington Roadrunners, 8.5. Central Islip Hobos, 14. West Sable Flying Dutchman, 18.5. Merrick Buckeyes, two and a half. New High Park Termites, ten and a half. And the Bayshore Redskins, four. Next event will be Motor Pump.
Captain of FASNI Credit Union, member for years, just become a member or yet to take advantage of our member-friendly products and services. We have the tools you, your family, and your fire department need for financial success. From low-rate auto loans and free checking to shared branching and mobile banking, when it comes to your finances, we are fully involved. To learn more about our products and services, visit us at www.fasnicu.com. Whether you've been a FASNI Credit Union member for years, just become a member, or yet to take advantage of our member-friendly products and services, we have the tools you, your family, and your fire department need for financial success. From low-rate auto loans and free checking to shared branching and mobile banking, when it comes to your finances, we are fully involved. To learn more about our products and services, visit us at www.fasnicu.com. Attention, fire chiefs and commissioners. You already know New York State has mandated that your department supply your members with bailout rope systems. Coastal Fire System is also the exclusive bailout system distributor for New York State drill teams. The friends at Coastal are equipment dealers for Petzl, Scott, CMC, Colorado Systems, and can walk you through the state requirements to ensure the safety of your members. Your bailout system process starts and finishes with the folks at Coastal, a family-owned and operated business. Check them out online at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 63 The Titan Group is back supporting drill team racing and taking their game to the next level with 20 years experience in the apparel industry and the addition of an in-house design team. We will find exactly what you're looking for. This year, join Team Titan and let us handle all your apparel and equipment needs and be part of all of Team Titan's promotions. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. Owned and operated by members of the drill team community, we know what it takes to run your team. Let us handle everything from jerseys to helmets and tape to We are a one-stop shop for all your drill team needs. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up. Get on. The Titan Group. We get in a motor pump contest. Motor pump contest state record is 5.47 held by West Islip and Central Islip. First team on the line, the North Belmore Rinky Jinks. All right, off the two-minute break. Here we go. We are back. Live on top of the arch. That was good. Woof down a burger. A little motor pump action. (laughs) Burger never never stood a chance. (laughs) So we got a good tournament shaping up here. You know, the first and second, 18 and a half to 14, West Sable versus CI. And then we have a good battle forming up from uh, third through fifth. Again, New High Park 10.5, West Hempstead 10, Paul Washington 8.5, Islip 8.5. Couple teams looking out with 5 and 4. They're going to have some work to do. Talking about the Snails, the Yellowbirds, and the Redskins. Paul As Washington has got in the mix, right? Yeah. 8.5? Yeah. They're nine? tied for 5th right now with the Wolves. So here we go with Motor Pump. Average time to win at this contest over the past 18 years, 6.23. Track the, record? Uh, track record... <coughs> I think that's the piece of paper that actually flew off of the. Uh, oh yeah, I saw it right there. Actually. No, it's 579 oh. by the Yellow Hornets and the Copeg Yellowbirds. I saw something down. Yeah, the, that was, uh, that's the track record sheet. It fell off the arch. Might be the mid 2000s, right? Uh, 09 and 11. Oh. Uh, late 2000s. That's when I said that's when the pumpers were used here. Let me, let me get yeah, well that's the thing. It's kind of been like the Hempstead effect here the past two seasons. West Hempstead won pump here 668 in 2013. Wow. And then the Termites won here last year with a 665. So, let me just confirm that that track record is 579. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I don't know that the track records have even been updated on the website, but whatever. 
we got some work to do. And it is being done. It's just a yeah. It's, it's, it's not a work a, in progress. It's not an easy process. Yeah. You know, a lot of people. Uh, There'll be a mandatory overtime of 10 seconds applied to this event. A, lo a lot of people complain about the website. It's not an easy process. It's not easy as just putting something up. I know. Uh, it, there's a whole. The only thing for me is just make the team summary page the way it used to be. Like, I love all the new features of it, but for me to just click on a team and see what they've done at every tournament, I can tell you that is in the works. Yeah, that's the only thing I would. That, yeah, that would make me happy. Okay, <laughs> you know, your mind is home. Yeah, yeah, well, it's easy to broadcast. You know, sure. you can give the, right. the, the results, you know, team you best shots of the year. You set an iPad up here and just pop up That's it. That's what we used it. to do, yeah. you know? Now there's a lot of navigating. Anyway, I'm not here to bash the new website. I think, <laughs> I think there's a lot of great features to it, man. I'm not going to, you know, sit here and do that. Uh, 579 is the track record. Hempstead Yellow Hornets and Copeg Yellowbirds are the co-holders of that. So interestingly, uh, you know, interesting. You, you have, can you run those numbers here today? I oh, you're not thinking. I don't think so. The Hempstead effect. We're going to call that. You I like that? I don't think so. I'm going to go to 47. Yeah. What was that? Did, did I hit the button here? So. Copy. There we go. Yeah, you're there. I think I might have hit the button. I'm going to go to 47 down. today. 647. 647 wins it. I do not see a 5 here, but you never know. So I guess in 09 and 11, we were running, like you said, with a pumper. With a pumper. Uh, so that makes a huge difference. If you difference. go back into the early 2000s when the pump was good, 2000 to 2003, what do you got there for this? Uh, 2000, 2005, like Let's see. Area. So yeah, if we go back to 98, Yellow Hornet 628. Then 99, New High Park, 670, bad year for motor pump. Then it went back to, two, in 2000, Yellow Hornet, 610. Then Patchogue, 612. Yellow Hornet, 622. 03, Yellow Hornet, 612. Dutchman, 622 and 04. 07 and 05 by the Hornets. 11 in, in 06 by Patchogue. So you've been at that 6160 for a good period between 2000 and 06. And then even New High Park ran a 592 here in 08. Yeah, it was good. It was two or three years where we ran on a pumper or... So why not switch over to the pumper for motor pump? I, that's actually you know, a good question. Wouldn't that be the way you do it? I mean, is there a quick way? You know, obviously this time is always the issue. This is probably take the exact same amount of time, <coughs> but the only thing is setting you gotta it up first. you got to time the water again, yeah, right? You have to time, time the water, water right? That's the only yeah, thing exactly. Now we're at delay central. But, I mean, I guess, <laughs> wouldn't it be great if you could just push a button yeah. <laughs> and, you know, just change it from a high speed to a high volume? Not big with pumps, so I really can't tell uh, you I don't know how either, it man, works. You know. All right, so the local committee has finished their job of pre-wetting the track. They've rolled it all off. Just waiting on the white flag from the officials so that we can start the motor pump contest. Again, we have a pretty good race going on here. You know, West Hables ahead a little bit, but the Hobos can definitely go 10 out of 10. I know, Pat, you're not going to comment about that, but I'll say it for you. <laughs> if anyone on the track can, there are definitely one team that can. Yep. It's funny we talk about pump teams. It seems like the pump teams are always pump teams. Am I right? I mean, it seems like the motor pump teams, they're always good. <laughs> the ones that are good are always good. Who do you have in mind? Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, yeah. Like yeah, Paul Washington. Right. Uh, Central Islip. Uh, New I Park. Like they don't have a bad year. Right. I know what you mean. I mean, uh, that's the type of contest it is. You know, you, you got your special teams. A lot of guys run at different spots, so you keep your team together. Most likely you're able to fill in. We got water in the hose. Still waiting for water out. Finally comes out. Yeah, I see what you're saying. They were kind of waiting for that water to come out. 
You know, not a lot, not a whole lot of speed in motor pumps, so you can replace no. a guy if you need to. Not saying that it's easy. Uh, to for the rinky dink, seven point seven four, seven seventy four. It's either. But I would think a guy could pick up. Let's see, on the line, the West Hempstead Westerners. Faster than PNC hose hydrant. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Something wrong with Pat's mic? I don't hear him. My dad? Yeah. What color are you? Green. Green. I think that's it. Go ahead, Pat. You got me? Hello? There you go. Bring the mic a little bit. I don't hear him. I don't hear Pat. How about now? <coughs> that's better. All right. So I've been talking for no reason? Yeah, that's right. You've just been quiet the whole Fair time, enough. man. It's all, all right. good. So, you know, guys, one of the storylines as 2015 progresses, we have, a, we have a team this year that's looking to go for three in a row. And I know, Pat, you know, you can comment or you can stay quiet, do whatever you want to do. I'm not trying to put you on the spot, nothing like that. But for the ninth time in the history of this great sport, we have a team that is going for the third state championship in a row. And it's tough. The 13-14 <laughs> Hobos. You know it. About nine teams, huh? So you're the ninth team to go for to attempt to three attempt. in a row. So of the previous eight teams, three of them went on to win three in a row. Royce yep, table. Uh, exactly. And two of those three actually won four in a row. And the other five lost their quest for three. Okay, and so just to take a look at them, you know, we'll go one by one, team by team. The first team to go back-to-back -back was the 1952-1953 Oyster Bay Rough Riders. And obviously they went on to go win four in a row. They won 52, 53, 54, 55. <laughs> Finally ousted in 56 by the North Belmore Rinky Dinks. All right. <clears throat> the second team to go back-to-back, -back, we're talking the 71-72 St. James Wildcats. 73, they lost to the Port Washington Roadrunners. They ended up tying for fourth that day with the Port Washington Rowdies. So St. James is the first team that had, the second team that had the quest for three but didn't do it. And as we know, you know, you win three in a row, there's a stipulation that says you get to retire the current cup and donate your own into the mix. I, I, well, that, that, was, that was the mix with the, with the Piston Knocker Trophy. Is that, still, uh, I don't know, is that the thing with the Dutchman Trophy? I'm not sure. I yes, heard, I think I it is. I, I, you know, now that you've said that, I kind of heard the same thing as well. We have to get some clarification about that. I don't know if the Dutchman Trophy will be retired if, 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 you, if the Hobos were to win three in a row this well, year. Comes I don't know what the stipulation is. Big shot for West Hempstead here. Ten points coming into the contest. Don't know if that was Pat Cloud running hydrant today. I don't think it was. Target's up. All right, that's going to be a decent shot. Pat Clavin, again, uh, having his appendix removed, so he's not running his pump. Hydrant Time for the West is 6.91, 6.91. Next team on the line, the North Lindenhurst Piston Knockers. Looks like that was Johnny Parra running Hydrant there, so he's been running Hydrant all day today. I didn't know that. Uh, best, of, best of luck, Pat, if you listen. Yeah, I, I, yeah, well, soon. You know, that's a, it's a tough it's loss for them. He's a man. He's running. He might be here. Knowing him, he's here. Absolutely. You know what I mean? He's not, he's not staying home. I thought he might even run... Pump <laughs> hydrant today. He st it still might be him. I got to get a better vantage point here. I don't think it is him. You know, he yeah. wasn't running the practice the other night. Yeah, so. right. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, I, I was talking to Andy Brome a little bit. They, they expect to have him hopefully back by CI. Uh, CI the first week in August, and yeah, it's not that bad of a surgery as it used to be. So right, they kind of have it perfected. Yeah, no, that's that's Johnny uh, Poirot yeah, on Hydrant. Yeah, that's not Pat today. So, you know, Johnny doing a good job. That's his uh, former position, I believe, and 6.91 at the time. It's the first six of the day. You know, judging on the past few seasons, that's likely to hold up. 6.68 and 6.65 won at the past two seasons. 
Getting back to teams that have won back-to-back championships. So we talked about the Rough Riders, 52-53, and 53, going on to win four. 71-72 Wildcats lost in 73. The next team to attempt three in a row, Absolutely. or the team that went back-to-back, no, you got the 79-80 oh, Patchogue 40 Thieves, who in 1981 lost to the team that's on the line right now, the North Londoners Pistonockers. That's a great segue. The Thieves ended up coming in second, tied for second that year in 1981, tied with the Lindenhurst Snails. So Patchogue on their quest for three in a row came up short. So after the Rough Riders go four in a row, the next two teams to go back to back did not did not hit three. Go to three. North Lindenhurst on the line right now, not having a great day at all. Two and a half points. North Lindy looking to finish that day respectfully. Let's see how they do here. These two contests are contests that they can run. Pat, you can do the play-by-play. I feel like I'm taking all the hog here, buddy. You got it, man. Jump in. First time I've ever been up here. On. You gotta say more than on. Hey, that was pretty good. Yep, saw that. I'm gonna go 683. Yeah, well that's that's the thing. We're waiting for water to come out. That's the type of pump track it is. Time for the piston lockers. 6.63, 663. Next team on the line, the Deer Park Bucks. That takes two one hundredths of a second off of the first place shot last year at this tournament. I think uh, that was tar- target hit the difference between that and West Ham. And that was shot. Vinny running right. Vinny yeah, didn't Vinny run last week. <coughs> so after the 79 and 80 Patchogue 40 Thieves won two in a row, but then lost in 81 to the Knockers. The next team to go two in a row. 83, 84. The 82, <laughs> no, the 82, 83, 40 Thieves. 40 Thieves. They did it again. So if they win in 81, they go five in a row. They don't win in 81, though. So they go 82-83. Wow. That was some... Oh that was some team. No doubt. You said they were second in 81? Yeah. They were second in 81, and they were second in 84. Wow. When they were going with their quest for three, obviously losing first, first, losing second, the yellow first, first, second. Yeah, that's right. That's wow. Right. Yeah, that's a good that's a good six, seven-year run right there, right? And then, you know, leading to the next team, obviously the Yellow Hornets, who beat the 40 Thieves, or, you know, you know, ended their two-year streak. Then the Yellow Hornets went on their own two-year streak, back-to-back, 84 and 85, going to the Yellow Hornets. In 1986, the 40 Thieves returned the favor <laughs> and beating the Yellow Hornets. The Yellow Hornets that day came in fourth, and as I mentioned earlier... They were running in the state tour. They were the first team to go after the post entries. And so far from what I could find, that that's the only team to place <laughs> in the spot of running after the post entries. You know. Oh, you were running uh, yeah. four. Yeah, you're right. Well, I'm sure there are more. Just are like, think about that. They're, they're, like, they're like 30 years missing, though, think from those statistics. Think about that stretch, though. First, first, second. First, first, second. Ah. It's, even, it's kind of as impressive as it's a amazing. four in a row. I mean... Uh, yeah, we'll get back to that in a second. We got Deer Park coming down the track. I mean, you, you hear a whole lot of pumping, but there's no overtime on that wood. It didn't even make it to the target. It took off the sandbag, actually, you know. Now, this is where uh, the pump, your pump you're running makes a big difference on a track like this. Yeah, exactly. Next team on the line, the Lindenhurst Snails. 
And think about when Patchogue was doing that, the amount of teams that were racing. I know. It was, it was, I it was mean, a golden a age. A large man. amount of teams that were racing then. So what do we got? First and 79, first and 80, 80 second and 81, 80. first and 82, first and 83, second, second and 84. Wow, what about 85, 86? I don't have it on me here. They won in 86. 85, I feel like they were third. North, oh. North Lindy came in second. And North Lindenhurst, 87. No, Snails in 87. Yeah, Snails in 87. <coughs> right. And then Patrick wins in 88 and then 91. No tournament in 89, right? They won in 91. Wow. So, so after the 84-85 Yellow Hornets go back-to-back, again, at that point in racing history, the only team to go three in a row were the Rough Riders, who actually went four in a row, 52, three, four, and five. And you get to North London. And it wasn't obviously until North Lindenhurst, 95, 96, and 97. You know, so the 95, 96 Pistonockers followed up with three in a row in 97, and then actually go on to four in a row in 98. It's well documented. We know about that. And West Sable. 1999, yep, West Sable ends that streak, and then they go on their own three street, three year in a row. Trophy. Yep, retired the trophy at the four years of existence. They win three in a row. 2002, obviously, the Yellow Hornets winning. And then the next team to go back-to-back back after that, 0405, Flying Dutchman Flying again. Dutchman. So you talk about the Thieves running the 80s. It's you know, got the Dutchman's running the 90s and 2000s. Yellow Hornets, okay. obviously, won in 06. Uh, the West Table came in second. And then they won it again in 07. So... But the 0405 Dutchman could have, uh, you know, that could have been another team to go three in a row. Came up short, though. And now the ninth team in history, your very own, Pat, your very own 1314 CI Hobos, and the quest is on. It's one of the stories that will unfold as this season continues. No comment. Best of luck to you and your you. quest. I know that's, uh, you know, it's probably hard to keep it out of your mind, although maybe it's not as hard because you've won three in the last four years. Maybe it's just to go do your thing. You well, guys, you're a mature team. Well, you don't we won and uh, we were lucky enough to win in 2010, Willie yeah. McCarthy. Always put that in perspective. Yeah. You just need one. Yeah. You just need one. Yeah. Right, and you got three. I mean, think about how yeah, that puts you ahead of, you know, 90% of the people who've run this sport, you know? Now, what's the saying, Twan? You win, you win one, one, you, you got lucky. <laughs> you win two, you're good. Yep. You win three, you're a dynasty. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's a Michael Jordan saying, I yes, believe, you know? Lindenhurst Snail's coming down the track. Five points on the day. Five? Yes, sir. Yeah, water's in the truck. Put that on, all right. Yep, and there's water out. Good stream and a good hit. That looks like it'll play. 663, 691, 774. Three completely times. He was. It blew off right at the end. No hicks. Five to the tails. 6.74, 674. Next team on the line, the Copaig Yellowbird. You know, Lindenhurst is decent in buckets. They, you know, 22s, 23s, I think is what they've been doing. So if they get, if that holds up a four, that's nine. You know, they could be playing in that top five after having only one coming out of B-Hose. Right, a lot of beat, a lot of uh, motor pump left to go, though. Of course, here's a team that we got our eye on. You know, we're talking about them as being a monkey wrench team. They're making the case that they're a little bit more than that. Copeg just four years removed from running a 579 on this track. Coho is of the track record. What year was that? 11. Wow. 2011. And again, that was under a pumper, like Jay yeah. said before. <coughs> Pat, one, one thing I will tell you about all the teams that have gone back-to-back. Back. Do I want to hear this? Nope. Okay. <laughs> of all the teams that go back-to-back, back, <laughs> nobody's ever not placed in, right. the, in the quest for right. three. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. Let that settle it. 
So every team going for three in a row. For the next every, every team going for three in a row is at least placed the following in, in their quest for three. What will the 13-14 hobos do? I don't really think it matters, to be honest with you. You guys got three out of the past five years. You know, that's the mentality. If, if I'm on the team and I'm not on the team, I'm just going about business that's as it. usual. You know what I mean? You guys, you guys are mature. You guys are... Uh, guys like Danny, been there Willie, before, and right. and those guys. And got great leadership over there. You, but, you but guys there know is, what you're doing. There is pressure to defend. But no matter what right. it is, just to defend right. in general. Going but, for your defense of a title. And it also, it's kind of like that 800-pound gorilla in the room. No one really wants to say it. You know, you got I'm sorry if I'm putting you on the spot. I don't mean to do that, you know. But I, it was a topic I wanted to bring up. You just kind of bogarted your way onto the microphone. Wow, good so, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> but no, you, you know, I think it's better we just talk about it. Just bring it out there. Yeah, we're going for three in a row. We got it great. Not. Copa Gallagher, slow approach down the track, but they got water in the hole. Water hook. in the hole yep. was set up. Oh, a little split. Yeah. You kind of saw the uh, nozzle man. Talking to go. He kind of went left, and then he reset the driver doing the right thing, taking his foot off the gas to let the nozzle man adjust. So that's smart. All the time for the yellow birds, all the time. I still say, and I mean, I never climbed or anything. I like to, We talked off, off the air before. Next team on the line, the ice lip rolls. You know, I had a shot to run pump nozzle once. That's a hard position. It is. It that's is. just a, that's a hard position. Would you do that? 07? You're filling up to Jay or something like that? Jay was in the academy. It's your best time. Really? <laughs> what is it? 570. Yeah, I believe it. 570 is heavy, bro. It's our best time, too. Not my best time. Our best time. What do you mean, our? Team. The team thing. Oh, the team that you were running with that year. Just saying. Yeah, because the team record, you know, is a 547. I know. Current state record. It's current right? state yeah, right. <laughs> You know, it's probably a good stat to see how a defending champ did the next year. And each drill. How a defending champ did the next uh, I know. Uh, yeah, you talk about your teams that win and then they don't place. I mean, 0-2, yellow. I mean, I could talk about my team. 0-3, right. we... 91-94 hobos. There you go. Didn't even place. I don't think so. I think six points, eight points, something like that. You know, I'm going in this year nice. with a state old-fashioned with a young team. Yeah. That is a lot different than going with a senior team because right. in their minds, in their heads, you know, that's what they talk about. It happens to practice all the time. Yep. I try to tell them there's not something to think about. Let's think about the drill running tomorrow and worry about that drill when it comes that day. And I guess at the end of it all, no matter what motorized and old-fashioned, it's just another drill. Yep. True. What about the 2011 Dutchman? I don't think they Third came down. Place. Did they come oh, down no. top five and twelve? Uh, West Hampstead, Roslyn. Twenty eleven, they won. Oh yeah, no, they came down top five. No, yeah. twenty twelve. I'm saying they won eleven. What did they do in twelve? I don't. I have to look that up. It was. They were no, no, they, they were. They were no, no, they came down. They were in the they mix came, at the we end. Were fourth. They were in the mix at the end. Yeah. Yeah, it was West Hampstead, Roslyn. They might have been third. Us. Yeah, you and the Wolves, maybe. Yeah, probably ice. Or the Guzzlers, maybe. I have to go look. Anyway, the Wolves are on the line here. Eight and a half points, currently tied for fifth with the Port Washington Roadrunners. You know the Roadrunners got their eye on this shot. As they approach the timing lights. Good speed. They're off the truck. Hydraman's nice. been along. That's an interesting approach. Heavy, heavy on the target. Yep. They missed. They washed all over. They were high. They were left. All left. Still got about a high seven. Did you see how late the Hydraman got off the truck? Yeah, he rode that to the very end. Wonder if that, I, I, I guess that's how they do it. I've never really noticed that before. I don't know what the strategy Time is. for the Wolves. Is there. 7.86, 786. Next team on the line, the East Islip Guzzlers. I don't think I've ever run on that side of the truck and pump. Who's who's running the hard suction there? You said Ke Heavy Kepi's running nozzle? I thought, nozzle he was running, I, thought. I thought he was the Hydra Man in this game. Yeah, yeah, they all look the same. I don't know, thing. yeah. <laughs> They're all 6'4", uh, 240 and jacked. I mean, it was Billy Fork in you know, 13. 
I don't know who took over for him afterwards. But yeah, he rode on the sidebar. Very for a while. I don't know if that's the strategy, if it was a mistake. I just had never really seen that before. You guys ever run off that side of the track? You know, in the Wolves, it's probably their strategy just because, you know... Unless, I don't know. we gotta, we got to get a question. I'd like to pick their brain about that. Because the stick man was definitely off it looks like way uh, before. Tommy Butler Jr. Yeah. Nonetheless, that's uh, 786 is fifth place right now. Opens the door for Paul Washington to take over sole possession of fifth place in the drill. Billy Fox texted me, Tommy Butler Jr., is that what you just said? I thought so. Yeah, he's the one who took over. Thanks, Billy. Thanks, Bill. Who texted you? Billy Fox? Yeah. Congratulations, yep. honey baby, sir. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm saying I just sent that out to him before, too, yep. Guzzlers, no points on the day. Again, we've mentioned it earlier, just trying to get some kinks out. It's good uh, to see them out here. Yeah, exactly. Trying to get back to... To mid-season form. It's hard to do when this is like your first real day sure. of running all eight, right? Still with backups? Still with the yeah. replacement guys? Yeah. Speedy recovery to those guys? Yeah, I hope they're doing all right, man. Absolutely. Hope well. <coughs> all right, you hear them approaching the timing lights in the background. They're through it. We got water in the hose, so it, uh, it blew off. It. Yeah, because it, it was going in, then it blew off. That's why you hit a long pump. Uh, it's going to be close to that 10-second overtime. Might be in there with a high nine. Well, overtime for East Islip. Overtime. No such luck. Next team on the line is the Rockwell Center Woodlanders. That was a good rule that was put in. 10 seconds. 10 yeah, second yeah, the safety the rule. Looking back at Motor Pump throughout the years at this invite. The Yellow Hornets, seven-time winners of Motor Pump here at the there North Delaware go. Invite. New High Park, three. Patchogue, West Sable, two. North Lindy, Copeg, and West Hampstead all winning at once. So. So nice. we were talking about pump nozzle before. Yeah. I know, I, I, it's, I, it, it's, it's a psychological thing half the time because you hear the rev of the truck. You know, you think that pressure's coming, and you still have two or three extra steps. It's hard to get that timing down. You know what? I mean, just the more you run it, the more you know where you're going to be. That's practice. what that is. That's a big practice event. Oh, we run pump more than anything. Yeah. I mean, you got to, you know, <clears throat> because in that, you know, that ex trying to get that extra step out can sure. is can hurt you pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, you got, you can tell you guys run pump. I mean, you, you're putting up six threes in Hempstead, so obviously you figured something out for the Hempstead track. I'm not going to ask you to disclose that information, but I could tell you could tell that the team practices practice. quite often. Yeah, you it's just you run through it. And, you know, it is, I mean, you know. efficiency. I mean, a lot of the guys on, on our attack don't speak for our team. Uh, you know, they run the juniors. They ran efficiency on the kids. They, they've been doing it for 15 years. Pump is is timing, consistency, yeah. practice, getting the, getting to marks, and knowing where you're supposed and to yeah. be. And, and Repetition. It's, and it's discipline, like you yep. said. You know, you hear that that truck revving, and you think, uh, "Oh my God, here comes the hose!" But you know, you have to be a veteran guy to know that hey, it's take not coming yet. Take two, three more steps. Just, sure. just settle down. What and track are you on? What pressure? Right. Where are you going? Right. Think. Maintain your composure. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a position I don't think I'd I'd really ever want to run, to be honest with you. It is also fun. 
Yeah, then you got the slide versus yeah. the, no, the no kneel th down. I, I, no, thank you. No, thank you. I wouldn't pay me to slide. Dominic's. <laughs> Do what's his last name? Cesar? Dominic on New See, I, I don't know. That. Oh. Dominic from that, New York Park. That was years. Jojo. Jojo from Bumpy yeah, Bray yeah. with the flukes used to do it. Give them credit. I think. Speaking of the flukes. Yeah, the flukes beat trucks on the track right now with Rockville Center. I feel like we say that every time. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So they have a good pump inside of it. Only one Hydra-Man yeah, running. He's running Hydra-Man sick all by himself. Water's in the truck. One backup, man. That was That is the furthest stream I've seen yeah. all day. Yeah, that got passed you know, and, and you know, I see all the fluke guys kind of looking at each other under the mm. tent over here. They're all like, see, that pump still works. <laughs> you know, they're all shucking and jiving over there. Like, I told you, that was the best stream of the day. <laughs> Snap running by himself. Time for the Woodlands, 9.50. 9.50. Next team on the line, the Baldwin Tomcats. But it definitely was this furthest stream that I've seen all day. It, it almost came to the arch over here. So, what was it, 9.50? Freddy, go uh, go get him, pal. <laughs> Freddy's going to run motor pump. Does that mean we can curse now? No, he has his headphones on. Oh, sorry. I, I mean, still on? just kidding, Freddy. Well, we can push a couple buttons, can't we? <laughs> Let's recap. Top five. North Lindenhurst, 663. He's first place right now. 674 by the Snails, second. 691 West Hempstead is third. Then we drop off to that 774 by the Rinky Dinks and the 786 by the Wolves. What'd you say? What'd you say third was? 691 West Hempstead. That was fifth right now? Third. Third? What do, we, what do we need to break in? 786. Whoa! Whoa! You gotta put the uh, PG song on. We got a lot of bad words going on in the uh, DJ booth. Someone didn't get the PG memo. Someone's gonna get in trouble for that. Yep. Yeah, Murphy's not going to be happy about that. No, no, no. He dropped a few S bombs before. He don't care. Yeah. Really on the radio? Yeah. All right. That's what he does. It's a shtick. <laughs> All right. You hear the Boulder Tomcats in the background. They are through the timing lights. We got uh, no. We don't really have water in the hose. It's a miss at the hydrant. And we're gonna probably get close to that overtime here, unless that target goes up immediately. I got a high nine. Nine seventy-eight. Obviously, Bolden Tomcats running with a new B truck. We said it before, old Lakeview's old B truck. Time for the Tomcats, 9.54, 9.54. It's kind of weird to Next see them. Next team on the line, the Westbury Turtles. It's weird to see them with the red truck. I always picture them with that blue, blue truck. You think they would paint it blue, you know? Do we ever know where that went? The old I don't know. Truck? No, that's a good question. The announcement man brings up the, uh, the other strategy. Am I breaking up with the A little game? bit. Go ahead, yeah. Brings up the strategy, do you get lay down on the nozzle? Do you get up on the nozzle? What's, what's the strategy? What's better? What's not? Yeah. I don't know. I personally like to kneel on, kneel on top of it. Did you run that spot, Jay? I've run it a few times. Yeah. Not consistent. Right. Who was the guy in Roslyn Runner? Was that Bobby? Uh, we had a bunch Bobby of people Glad? in Roslyn Runner. Yeah. Uh, Freddie Metzger, Junior, and Bobby Glad. Is it still 608 team record, or did you put it in the fives? Oh, you put it... No, so I, I think it's a 608 it is still. The, um, we never had, no offense, <laughs> a very good pump nozzle man. Yeah. 
I was a, you know, the Achilles heel event of a team that was Roslyn's Achilles heel. Yeah. Uh, in the 2000 teams that yeah. were good, that was our Achilles heel was motor pump. I mean, even uh, 2012 yeah. could have used yeah. the shot, you know, yeah. even though you weren't on them. But pump and bucket, yeah, it's all about closing out the day. It's, it's... I'll tell you about 2012 was one of the event. honest things to listen to yeah. in my whole racing uh, career. I'll tell you what, that was the first day drill I didn't race in since I started in 97, and I'm at John Simone's house, oh. and I'm just like, unbelievable. Like, what's going on here? It was it was the craziest day. It was kind of funny. You know? We were actually talking to Rosalyn, old guys that raced. Yeah. We were actually going to drive up. Right. They won the tournament. We were going to take a ride up there just because... Such a great tournament, man. You had Rosalyn, you had West Hampstead, West Sayville. They, you know, they were all in the mix to the end. It was, uh, it was fun to listen to. Gus Barry taking off. A little bit of a stumble, I thought, by the uh, Iderman, yeah, but he got it on anyway. Stumble by the Nozzleman who recovers. Nice hit. And I think that's what the people who kneel down, I think that's the argument against it. Sometimes you lose your balance far, like he did, right yeah. Far. Still in there for about a 7-3, I nice think. Target. Time for the yeah. Turtles, 7.30. 7.30. Next team on the line, the Paul Washington Roadrunners. So that tightens it up a little bit. That's actually fourth place right now. Bumps out that 86 by Isop, so Isop's not going to get a point. Port got eight and a half. Yeah, point. Right. So huge shot here for the Roadrunners. And they can run pump. Uh, sure. Talk about one of the trucks with a good pump in it. I always felt that Port had a, uh, a good pump in that truck. Yeah, I, I, they're definitely known for it, man. They going back throughout the years. You know, if you look here last year, so Paul came in second last year on Motor Pump, 682. I mean, the numbers today are so much better than last year's already. I mean, 720, 813 was fifth last year. Last I mean, that, year? Yeah. But again, you know, you didn't have the NASA, you didn't have the Suffolk representation that you do today. A couple teams, Bayshore, North Lindy, but actually, no, North Lindy wasn't even here last year, so... So Port Washington with a big chance here to uh, Port get back Sable in the middle. Yeah, that's here. that's exactly right. Eight and a half, 14 and 18 and a half for the next three teams. Three teams that are in the top five right now. Yeah, Port's got a big shot coming up here. So eight and a half points on the day. Looking to separate from Islip. Looking to gain potentially on West Hempstead. West Hempstead's right now sitting in third with the 691. New High Park, ten and a half points, hasn't run yet. So the next four or five teams are going to really get a clearer picture about what we can expect coming into buckets. Past couple tournaments here have been pretty excellent. We had the three-way tie county drill in 2013 right. with Hicksville and Roslyn and Westbury. Yep. And then last year's tournament here between West Hempstead and Port Washington coming down to the end. One here point different. It was awesome. So. All right, see what Port Washington could do. You got the two revs. All right, they're off and rolling. Approaching the timing lights. Speed. They're over it. Oh, we got to miss at the hydrant. Quick recovery, but still not going to put him in the top five. That is a delay in the pump. Looks like it came out of pump, or it sounds like it at least. That's going to be an overtime. Disappointing miss for the Port Washington Roadrunners in a big spot. You be Port Washington has overtime. Look like the driver out of the Next team on the line, the Central Ice of Hobos. you got to be careful in a, a, a spot like that not to blow your pump. Right. That, exactly. You heard that noise, right? Yeah, Some yeah. grinding going on, right? <sighs> See that pterodactyl just landed? Being attacked. Being attacked up here. Did you get stung? I don't know what that was. I don't know what it is. It's sitting right here, but... 
Where is it? I have no clue. <laughs> it's big, whatever it is. That's pterodactyl. <laughs> it's fuzzy. All right, so eight and a half. That that miss there, it helps Islip. It helps West Hempstead out a little bit. I can uh, put headphones on the uh, bug if you want. <laughs> you can take the portable mic. So how long until we get drone coverage? That'd be cool. Yeah, right. I guess that's the next uh, that's thing. That's the next thing is drone coverage. Can't get any better. There you go. <laughs> that's funny. A guy from Merrick actually has one. He's taped a couple shots running uh, practice. He's got a drone? Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, if ISIP gets bounced out of that fifth spot... Oh, they already are bounced out of that fifth spot. So, you know, ISIP with 8.5 and, and Port Washington with 8.5 aren't going to score. North Lindy's holding up in first place right now. So if they get a full five, that puts them into 7.5. Now we've got three teams going for that fifth spot. But all eyes right now are on the central ISIP hobos who are down... Four and a half points to the West Sable Flying Dutchman. It's 18 and a half to 14. CI coming off of a heavy number in Hempstead of a six, what was it, 6.33, something like that. 6.33, and, you know, it doesn't sound like a heavy number, but in Hempstead it's real heavy. Same type of track conditions in Merrick, same type of pump house. Hobos have the track. They are rolling off the line. They are approaching the timing light. They're through. We got water in the hose. I got a 139 stick. Jane Newhoff set, water out, target up, pretty shot. I got into 6.3 range, I got about I got a 6.31. Six, I got a 6.35. He was low right. Yes, he was. I don't know, I think you, got, you guys are dialed in. Time for the hobos, 6.37, 6.37. Back Back-to-back -back weeks, the CI hobos have been running a good number at a track with low volume. They figured something out. What is it? Don't know. Practice. <laughs> yeah. Practice makes practice. Practice. As we can go back, rumors. I'll after read between rumors. the lines there. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna say rumors after rumors. Rumor New I Park used to change their pump. Yeah. Track they went to. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things you can do. We're not allowed to touch our pump. Fagan will come after us. <laughs> Ducky does a lot in that too. No. Pump? Yeah. Doesn't he mess with the pump? No, Ducky. I did. No. Oh, okay. He does. <laughs> That's a big shot and a big spot for the CI Hobos. We've come accustomed to seeing this over the past five, six years or so. Am I allowed to clap up here? You can clap all you want, man. The number one seed headed into uh, this week, the number one in the Fab 14. Probably the odds-on favorite to win the state drill as of right now. Although some people from West Sable have something to say about that, and that's the team that's coming to the line right now with 18 and a half points. 637 is the t is the number to beat if they want to get in the top five just to keep the you know the separation there. What was second? So we got 637 CI, 663 North Lindy, 674 Lindy, 691 West Hempstead. One, two, that's four sixes, and then that's 730 by Westbury's fifth place. You know, figure you know West Sable they miss here you know now you now it's 19 to 18 and a half. So, you know, they got to run at least a 7.30 to get a point and to maintain their lead. But, you know, you don't know that a 7.30 is going to even hold up if it were if they run a 7.2. So, West Sable needs yeah, to run a number. So West Sable needs to run a number. You look at that 6.6, six, 6.5 six, range, that'd be a heavy number right now. But if they go into 6.7 range, they got to beat a 6.74 to put themselves into the third slot. They don't beat 6.74, then they're in fourth. Yes. There they come. 
West Sable with a big shot. Can they answer the shot by the CI Hobos? You hear them rolling through. They're approaching the timing lights. They're through the timing lights. There's water in the truck, but the stick isn't all the way down. Now he pulls it all the way down. Let's see how that impacks it. Water out. Target up. Pretty good target hit. You saw that the stick was halfway. Yeah, and then, the high, then he realized it and threw it down more. I got a high six. I got six nines. Is the suction at no time for the Flying Dutchman? 6.88688. Was it the Next suction? Next on the line, the Merrick yeah. Buckeyes. All right, so that's 688 is fourth place. Let's see, that's the fifth six of the day. One, two, three, four, five. It's the fifth six, and it's the fourth best one. So that's four, fourth place. So West Sa well right now, CI getting five. That'll be 19. If West Sable holds into that two-point spot, it'll be 20 and a half to 19. <laughs> Going into buckets. Let's have fun. There's a lot of tournament left in Motor Pump, though. You got Merrick. You got New High Park. Bayshore. Bayshore, Sayville. Carl Place, Farmingville, Manhasset. So can we get a tweener? Again, 637 CI, 663 North Lindy, 674 Lindy, 688 West Sable, 691 West Hempstead. So you got a couple tweeners there. You know, we were talking about West Sable playing the game of hundredths of a second earlier on in the day. They gained about two and a half, three points just on like four hundredths of a second. Now it's working against them a little bit as the North Lindenhurst Pistonockers and the Lindenhurst Snails come in between the Hobos and the Sable, West Sable Flying Dutchman. So it'll come down to buckets between those two. You got good eyes seeing that stick from up here. Yeah, it's been doing it all day. If yeah. you slap at it, it bounces back up. Gotta hold it. Yep. Yeah, I'd say he caught it. He realized it about, you know, a couple seconds into the run. Which is a great pickup you know? on his part. Yeah. yeah. Especially, of course, where you knock out that much volume. You want that open as far as you... Yeah, far you wide want open. as much one, exactly. <laughs> or maybe you don't. That'd be interesting, right? That'd be yeah. an interesting, like, twist. Merrick Buckeyes, quick approach. I don't know how we got that on. I, wow. He had no control, but he got it on. We got a slide by the nozzle man. Stream is right. right going to be a mid-eight. Yeah, it looked like the, the Hydra Man was kind of off-balance, but still hooked up. Time for the Buckeyes. 8.45. 8.45. Next team on the line, the New Hyde Park Termites. <coughs> New Hyde Park Termites come into this event third place on the day with ten and a half points. What's that times for the year? Uh, I don't know. No. Don't have a team summary in front of me. Uh, again, that's that's Back one of the, the website? that's one of the things we need for the website. No, I don't even know. But this is one of those teams I mentioned before that always seem to have a good pump team. <coughs> Definitely a great pump team throughout the years. Bunch of fives in the state drill. Bunch of heavy numbers. Remember that 588 in the 08 states, yeah. you know, and then Isop comes and runs a 580. Yeah, you know, lots of heavy numbers. Let's see. I'll take. I'll try to take a quick look. See if my uh, phone cooperates. Yeah, I don't have New High Park running at. Oh, uh, they ran overtime. They were in overtime in Lindenhurst in Motor Pump. Did they go out to Selden? Do you know? No, I don't think, I don't think they so. did. And the Hunter Drill just last week. Let's give it a look. Let's see what the Termites did at the Hunter Drill last week. 
943. Motor Pump hasn't really been that contest in the early going of the 2015 season. But that doesn't really matter. What have you done for me lately? As Flashing Ralph lights around. says. Yep. Third place, ten and a half points. Need to beat a 691 to get Speed in. Speed two. Under miss, oh. miss at the hydrant. A miss at the hydrant for New High Parks. <coughs> All the time. It's fast. So that miss is going to help West Hempstead. It's going to help, you know, Islip and Port Washington if they want to try to get, you know, into that third position. Bayshaw can run a shot. Yep. Next team on the line, the Bayshaw Redskins. West Hempstead holding fifth place right now. If they get that one point, that'll move them ahead of Port Washington. It'll be 11 to 10 and a half. That five points from North Lindenhurst, but that six, oh no, excuse me, four points in North Lindy gets them a little bit back in there too. Anyway, how is a couple teams left to go? Bayshore for the year. They can put up a shot. Best looking B truck on the track by far. Nice. Yeah, Bayshore 878 at the Hunter last week. Didn't get any points there. Selden invite again on a different type of track. Obviously, they ran an overtime, so they had a miss there. So you know, that was the high two track. shots not so great by Bayshore in the season so far. And then at Lindenhurst, 8:37. So Motor Pump hasn't been their contest yet. They've been running the ground events very well. They've been running BNC hose very well. Haven't really put it together in Motor Pump. Well, they could use a shot right about now to improve upon that four-point total that they have. Be hosed there for them. I give you know you got to give Kyle a lot of credit. He's been driving what three, four years. Yeah. Putting it together. Yeah, this is a pretty B truck. This this. Ah, it's gorgeous. Hatchogs was my favorite before this, and then it was this, but this is now. Again, still looking at that 688 by West Sable. That's in fourth place right now. You know, if that number if they get bumped down one point, then we're looking at. 19 for the Hobos and 19 and a half for West Sable going into bucket. So we could have a half point differential. Right nope, now it's stopping a them. right now it's a point and a half between the two. With four teams left to go. What'd they stop them for? <coughs> yeah, it's a good question. Miss Chris. Diamond light. Backing them off the line. Yep. Bayshore has been backed off the line, but you can see the hydrant man kind of measuring the distance off the curb, so I guess they're resetting. Right, we're good to go here. Looks like we are going to be good to go. Not sure what that was all about, but it's kind of been finicky throughout the day, that timing light over there, or that timing box. And if it was a timing thing, heads up on the official picking that up. Exactly. Yeah. Someone's got a good laugh going. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> Whoever you are, good laugh. Might have been Daryl. <laughs> Teddy boy Daryl. Who we got out in the crowd today? See some flukes, How some knockers. How was the crowd earlier in the day? Good? It was pretty good. Yeah. I'm telling you, they got to put some trees along the back, man. Get, get, Keep people in there, you know? 
You come out here today, you bake. Oh, bro. you bake out you here. Know? It's like Ridge. Yep. All right, the track is clear. The Bayshore Redskins, four points on the day, looking to make some noise here to get back in the mix. Haven't been running some great pump this year. What do they do here? They're rolling towards the timing like they're through. We have a miss at the hydrant, and the hose is on the floor in frustration. The hard suction thrown on the floor in frustration. Looks like they are going to opt for the no time, or are they going to go and complete the shot for the overtime? No announcement yet from the officials. That's a, That's a interesting call the officials have to make. Is it overtime or no time? Gentlemen, you have no time. Failed to complete the contest rule 13.06. I think I agree with that call. The the team kind of started to pick up and walk off the track. Next team on the line, Sayville Blue Jays. So, you know, one thing, you know, for the Bayshore Redskins, that's their contest. If they figure out sure. more pump, I mean, they're running great buckets. They're yes, running they great BNC hose. You know, three men out of know is going to come together. Efficiency, they're running Back really well. 21s and buckets. That's what I'm saying. So can they figure yeah, out this sure. motor pump contest? That seems to be their weak contest right now. You know, BNC ladder is what it is. I know they didn't run their C truck today. They did get two points out of B ladder with a 562. I don't see that number holding up come state time. But motor pump with the Bayshore Redskins, what can they do to make it better? We'll have to stay tuned and see what they can do as the year progresses. So they're going to stay at four points. We're in the final four right now. Sable Car Place, Farmingville, and Manhasset. I noticed Manhasset way in the back with their hood open. Not sure if that's a heat thing or if it's a breakdown thing. Got it parked in the shade. Smart. The shade's starting to take over most of the track right now. It's kind of nice. We're heading into that uh, later portion of the day, around 7 o'clock, I guess. 7.24, to be exact. 7.30 already? Yeah. It's bedtime. Yeah, right? Got to be up with the baby in the morning, man. <laughs> I do. Sunday's dad day? Uh, well, it was today. <laughs> I was like, can I go to the dude radio? I'll go up with the baby. You know, Honey. These are the things we got to do now, right? <laughs> No, I mean, I was like, I'm going to the tournament. <laughs> Is she listening? Yeah, no, it's all good, man. It's all good. It's all good. I don't know how people ever race with kids. I have a newfound respect for that. And it's not easy to do, man. I mean, all the time and everything. I was talking with A-Rock about that a little earlier. He's like, yeah, I don't know, because he didn't race with kids. Yeah, you know, Artie kids says kind of not. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, but people make it happen, you know? So. Jay's, uh, for us, Jay Newhoff's the only one with, uh, he's got two little ones. Two, they were uh, here today, actually, running around. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. How old are his kids? Holly, I think, is two. Amelia's... Two girls? Months? No, boy and a girl. A oh, boy and a girl. We have them lifting already. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so who's this, Sayville or Farmingville? Sayville? Yeah, it's Sayville, sorry. Place in Farmingville. Sayville, look at the play the role of spoiler. Can they do it? They're Wash. through the timing lights. We have oh water on the hose. 193 handle. We got water out. Missed on the target. Went right. Then he brought it back. I got a 747. It's not going to play today. When he put that nozzle down. It was loose on the ground. Yeah, huh? notice that. Time for the Blue Jays. 7.45. 7.45. Next team on the line, the call plays frogs. Got Bonesy chiming in from Port Washington saying it's not an easy contest to run with kids. You know, <laughs> he, he's, he, he ain't kidding. 
You know what I mean? This is a special team event. You need to get your veteran guys in there. Just a quick note on the state That's lineup. That's a good line. Yeah, it's like he's right. Not easy to run with kids. What do you got, Jay? Uh, the post entries, everything's going to be moved up. There was a misread in the rule. So the only post entries will be in the middle. middle. Oh, change, so that does not change anything in the running order. Right. It's just the post entries will be go in the middle. Just in the middle period. Uh, it's so one, two. Everyone's going to move up three spots yeah, in the first part. Okay. So you're still, still gonna, you're still running number one, and the last team is running last, and the post entries will be in the middle. Thank you, Jeff Champion, for that text. See, that's what I thought. That's what I was saying before when we were having the conversation. I thought that it stayed the same for the state, but I didn't know if they changed that to this year. How the rule reads is uh, it's a little confusing in the middle. Yeah. It's uh, and I just reread it and. Uh, so the, I mean the order is still the same. The, exact yeah, same. the order out of the hat still the same. Exact same. It's just that Where the, the post, post entries, entries are going to go in the middle. It's just going to it's just going to add the other four well seven post entries into the middle. Where do you, where do you decide where that splits though? Where the split is right now. Where the split is right now. Okay. Right. It's the same thing. It's right. 20 you just move into three teams, in the front so, to the three right. in the middle. Yeah, that's right. So the running order is still the same. Just your number might be a little different, but yes. the same order. Call place frogs is the team you hear in the background. They're through with. You know, just kind of going in slow. 2.27 on the stick. Just trying to run the time and complete a shot. They're racing a smart way. And they're in an 8.60-ish. And again, Bonesy chiming in saying, young guys, I feel like the Carl Place Frogs probably have a lot of those young sure. guys. And that's a good way to learn how to run the contest. And slowly but surely, you get a little faster each time. Uh, some of the events, you know, you can't run real slow. This is one of them you can. Yeah. You, know, you can come out, you can just... And even if you have a, a young crop of kids... You know, you could teach them, but they need to run right. together for 10 years. Right. Right. You got to know. That. You got to know your spacing. You got to know where to go, where, where you're running. Not to go in front of someone, not to pass someone. <laughs> right. Fair enough. Yep. And a lot of video. Watch a lot of practice. Yeah, you know, now that I think of it, we always used to watch. Always. Pro. Just rewind, slow-mo. Counting yeah, steps. Yeah, and, right. And moving the hose strap two, three inches yeah, here. And right. Yeah, a, a lot of moving parts, man. Pump is an event where you can fine-tune a lot in Organ different Organized areas. chaos. Yeah. yeah. Mass confusion. What was the time for Carl Place? We didn't get it announced. I haven't heard one yet. Took this run off. We got a time for the frogs? I had 860 on my watch. But you can put that down. Yeah, you know, I might. I might just write it down. All right, you're good. Ish. 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 Yeah, right. The first ish ever. Thinking about motor pump. You know, you guys had a lot. You got a great, a lot of great memories in pump. 2010, locking it up. 2013, locking it up. Right. Sure. Last year you had it locked up by what? Efficiency. A little earlier last year. Going on your way to. Or was it the same pump. event? Pump. Oh, it was pump, pump also. Pump. So you locked it up in pump. Three of all three times you've won. It's pretty cool. It's a good feeling. It's nice to lock it's a good up. Yeah, you get everyone on the track. Everyone on the track, especially in 2010. Yeah. I, you know, you guys created Hobo Nation there. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. It was fun, man. Passing your fans. place, you have at no time. What? Man had his hand over the axle line. Oh, the backup man. The officials are. You can see the three yeah. officials running yeah, right alongside there. it. They're all over them today. 
we know what the feeling's like. Oh, two, we locked it up sure. in motor pump. It, you know, it was a great feeling having everyone out on the track. You know, we did have to do a little waiting because we were towards the front. We were like, I think we were like 21. I forget what number we were. 15, you guys, maybe that was year we were 50. Maybe you guys in 02 taking a nice long walk up to the line in buckets. Yeah, that was fun. Enjoying yeah, every we, yeah, we had that. it locked up already. Absolutely. Yeah, that was... I'll take that any day over. Absolutely. <laughs> Last year we locked it up at 2-1. to one. No, There you go. So that's a great feeling, right? Not have to worry about anything when you run buckets is pretty nice. Farmingville Bandits coming down the track. Red lights flaring. Flashing. That was the quickest approach to the hydrant yeah, I've seen all day. Absolutely. But it's a miss. We've got water out of the nozzle now. It's going to be in the nines. They put that on. That's a uh, target. That's a good yeah. shot. Yeah, I mean, I like the aggressiveness. Sure. Time for the Farmingville Bandits was 9.39, 9.39. Next team on the lineup in Hassett Lakeville, Minutemen. Jay, when is the state old-fashioned this year? It is the night before the Hempstead Invite. Oh, that's right. What am I saying? Duh, I'm hosting <laughs> it. <laughs> so who you got? You got you guys looking pretty good for it. You guys are up there. You got your Miller Place. Amityville. Amityville. Rocky Point. Okay. Uh... But Rumor uh, has it, the Freeport Dead End kid. Oh, that's a good one. Have they been out yet? They started the practice. Which got Massberger over there coaching them still? Okay, so I'm one of the smartest old-fashioned minds yeah. I think ever out no there. No doubt. Donnie Massberger. Yeah. Uh, I learned a lot from him uh, just by little stuff. He's uh, uh, Freeport Nighthawks. Oh, that's right. A couple years ago, they won the whole thing. Yeah. Right? Uh, there's a couple teams out there that could run. Hope to be an interesting day in Hempstead. Copeg? Uh, if Copeg comes out, I hope they that do. That type of thing? Yeah, yeah. I hope they do. Yeah. I hope a couple motorized team comes out. It just yeah. adds to the tournament. Yeah. You know. What about the Woodlanders? What are, what are they up to these uh, days? They haven't run the state since the year they tied number place, which was here in... Like, yeah, 12. Might have been 12. 12, 12? 13, somewhere around there. Oh, hold on. I have well, we hosted in Hempstead in 12. That might have been 11 or 11. 13. I'm going to tell you right now. Rule 2200, or is it rule 2300? I think it's 2301. 2011, West won it in pump also. Didn't they win in CI in pump? 570. Yeah. I feel like they might have won it 10, also because didn't pump. you guys miss in pump? Wasn't that pump. part of it too? So 10, 11 I don't remember. Was won in pump. Yeah. 12. They buckets. definitely ran a shot though. 13, I, I just 14, don't remember their number. Yep. Yeah, they ran a shot 570. It was a shot and a half. Jay, if you're looking at that, the previous state champions in uh, state old-fashioned, I think uh, you got to flip around 84-85. I think the Yellow Hornets were 84, and they have listed as 85. Are. Yeah, they are. It's got to be like a... Old-fashioned? Yeah. All right. Yeah, that was the time of Joe Bramski days when they were like, let's go win the old-fashioned state now. It's both in the same year. There's only two teams to win a state motorized in state old-fashioned. Do you know who they are? Ye Yellow Hornets. And our hosts for today, North Bowman wow. Rinky Dinks. Oh, good call. 97 Rinky Dinks. Old-fashioned. Here comes Minutemen. Wow, he was moving. Yeah, that's like the last team to run. We got a miss at the hydrant. Yeah, miss at the hydrant. Still waiting for water out. That is not going to put it in the top five. All right. So we'll get the official word. Time for the Minutemen. 8.99, 8.99. All right, so the Hobos are going to get first with that 6.37. Second place is going to go to the North Lindenhurst Pistonockers with that 6.63. That's going to give them 6.5. Third place is going to be that 6.74 by the Snails. That's going to put them at 8. 
Okay, after the 674, West Sable getting two huge points with the 688. Point, absolutely. And that's going to give them 20.5. So we're going to give credit to the uh, suction. Yeah. For seeing that stick. That's right. That's right. You know, the stick bounced Absolutely. up on him. It went to half by, by noticing that and pushing it down. We're talking hundreds of a second. They could have easily been at that 691 by West Hempstead, which is taking one point. You know, by him noticing that half sure. stick, they saved themselves saved a point. point, without a doubt. You know, I didn't even think of that. That's a great point. So it's going to be 20 and a half CI, excuse me, West Saville to 19 for the Hobos. Going into the final contest, we're going to have a show here. We're going to have a bucket show. Back to back, they're running too. So not only do the Hobos have to beat West Saville, need a tweener. They need a tweener. So, so let's see. Let me round out the other people. I'm just updating my scorecard as we speak. See where this reseeding would be fantastic. Eight and a half. <laughs> Eight and a half. Yeah, I know what you're saying, Jay. Yeah, we reseeded. Put them all at the bottom. All right, so move the equipment. So I'll get the official word, then I'll elaborate a little bit more on who can win what. And then we'll go to commercial break. All right, maybe he's not doing the results just yet. So West Sable and Centralized, those are the only two teams that could win the whole thing. So they're first and second. No one could go lower than second. So it's going to be a battle between those two to see who wins the uh, 18th annual North Belmore invite. Then from the 19 points, we go down to 11. All of a sudden, the West Hampstead Westerners find themselves, after a slow start, in third place in this contest. Now, they're in a battle because New High Park's got 10.5. That's fourth place. And then you got three or four teams who can catch them. You got Paul Washington with eight and a half. You got Islip with eight and a half. You got Lindenhurst with eight, and you even have North Lindenhurst with six and a half. Sure. So the battle, the, the real, you know, we got a good fun match between CI and West Sable for first and second, and then we have a pretty good mix for a third, fourth, and fifth between about four or five teams. So stay tuned for buckets, ladies and gentlemen. Your attention, please. Anybody who is involved in the 50-50, we have the winner. Everybody, pull out your tickets and look at them, or don't. The winning, oh, it's only one color? Okay, so it's a green ticket. Ha ha, Kitty. We're going to keep it here for the 50-50, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Maroon ticket, I believe this is. The number, the last three numbers are 185. If your ticket is 185, your name is Joe Anarella, and you just won, please go to the bottom of the arch. Now that everybody knows who it is. 185. Our very own official. Joan Ranarella, we'll make oh, sure we'll uh, nice. pickpocket on the way out. <laughs> Still might like the Hempstead 50-50. Yeah, that, oh, was, that was insane. That was nuts. We actually were just talking about that. A lot, of, a lot of credit to Bill Rouse that day that for was just inciting the crowd seven for Seven grand to the winner? It was yeah. more. It was like nine or ten. It was also the motor pump contest. Cat. First place with five points. Centralized the Pobos. Second place with four points. North Lindenhurst Snails. Pistonagers. Third place with three points. Say North Lindenhurst Snails? I'm sorry, North Lindenhurst Piston Knockers. I said that wrong. Third place is the Lindenhurst Snails. Fourth place is the West Sable Flying Dutchman. And in fifth place with one point, the West Hempstead Westerners. All right, so they're going to give the total points again. I'll give it again while uh, Freddie's going to consult with He's the boss up here, huh? overall. First place right now, West Sable, 20 and a half. Central Isop in second with 19. West Hempstead third with 11. New High Park fourth, 10 and a half. Then we have a tie for fifth between Islip and Port Washington. Each have eight and a half. The Snails are in sixth with eight. And then you have North Lindenhurst in seventh with six and a half. So North Linden can get into the top five after having... 
not their day. I, I mean, they, they can still come in fifth, which says a lot about the resiliency of that team. Five points by the Copeg Yellowbirds. They still have an outside chance of coming down the track. They're going to need to run a bucket shot. You got four by Bayshore, who's been Overall running arguably the one of the best contest. of the year. Absolutely. So <coughs> keep an eye on them as well. And then uh, Westbury with one. With 11 points, West Hempstead. Who's mathematically out. North Lindenhurst, six and a half. Westbury, that is. Lindenhurst, eight points. Copaic Yellowbird, five points. Islip, eight points and a half. Westbury, one. For Washington, eight and a half. Central Islip, 19. West Sayville, 20 and a half. Merrick, two and a half. New Hyde Park, ten and a half, and Bayshore, four. Okay, so when we get back, we're going to have the exciting conclusion. We have a battle for first and second, and a battle for third, fourth, and fifth. Live on top of the arch, we'll be back in a few. I have to reread the 50-50. I was told I did it wrong. Sorry, it's my first day. Anybody who believes that, I have a bridge for sale. The ticket number is 997. One eight five. That's nine nine seven one eight five. You won? Give that man a cigar. How that might he did one. Have you been looking for the perfect technology solution for your apparatus? Streetwise turns tablet computers into powerful, full-featured MDCs. And unlike smartphone apps, Streetwise is a live, fully networked, enterprise-grade software package that functions just like the more expensive laptop MDC, but is CAD-independent and at a fraction of the cost. Don't settle for less than the best. Check out the online video demonstration today at www.streetwisecadlink.com. Streetwise CADLink, the mobile response software that just works. How old is your fire department thermal imager? Thermal imaging technology is changing as quickly as your smartphone, and the time has come to upgrade your TIC. Coastal Fire System is the exclusive thermal imaging distributor of New York State drill teams and offers the full line of Scott, ISG, and FLIR cameras. Coastal is a one-stop shop for the best brand, so start the upgrade process with the longest-running sponsor of New York State drill teams. Camera servicing also available. Check out Coastal Fire System on Facebook or give them a call at 631-661-75. Integrated Wireless Technologies is proud to be part of the 2015 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom radio solutions, licensing assistance, and top-notch service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. With over 60 years of experience in the fire and rescue business, Nassau Fire Apparatus is known to be the leader in the industry. They are vehicle and equipment distributors who provide products, parts, maintenance, repairs from coast to coast. People working at Nassau Fire not only sell the products and services, but also work in the industry in EMS and as firefighter volunteers. You won't find a more dedicated and experienced team to align with than Nassau Fire Apparatus. Visit them online at www.nassaufire.com for more information. 2016 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 20th and 21st at the new location, the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. It's bigger and better, with many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product lines and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. 
Jolly Tinker Hose Company is the new source for the best racing hose available. Each length is designed to withstand the demands of FD Racing. Colored hose and double jackets now available. For more information, call 516-322-6366. Jolly Tinker Hose Company, we have tight hose. If you experience any damage due to fire, flooding, wind, or mold and need help, contact SOS Emergency Services. SOS is the exclusive emergency mitigation company for New York State Drill Now we get into the last event of this afternoon. This has a friendly working Festivities, the bucket contest. So call 631 Record for the bucket contest is 1968. What a year that was. Held by the centralized... All right, we are back live on top of the arch. 20... 15, 18th annual North Belmore Invitational Drill. We have an exciting finish on hand. Right now we have the West. First team on the line, the North Belmore Rinky Dink. There's a battle between first and second. These teams cannot drop past second. So first place, West Sable, 20 and a half. Second place, CI with 19. That's going to be a battle to keep our eye on. There's also a very good battle between that final three positions in third, fourth, and fifth. I will give you that update as soon as North Belmore has finished running their shot. They are coming down the track. The dumper is up and gone. There's a little bit of a stumble between the top man and the ladder. They're all reset now. The first bucket is finally coming up. We got a first bucket of 11.18, and they're just pumping and dumping right now. Everything is smooth. It's kind of a slow pace. They had one drop right there. Got about eight or nine in the barrel at this point. Just waiting for that hold it up announcement to be made. Hold it up. And there it is. It's going to be about a mid-26, high tw excuse me, high 26, low 27-ish. Again, I don't have a view of the red light, so my... Actually, maybe I do. Time for North Belmore. 25.76, 2576. Okay, so... Next team on the line, the Roslyn Highlanders. What color are you, Jay? Uh, there you go, there bro. You go. Sorry, man. Didn't, North didn't Belmore had a nice shot in buckets in Selden, I believe. Oh, yeah? Sure. I mean, that 2576 is pretty good, and that's with an 11, you know, first bucket. I mean, there, there was a, a slip and a... You know, you can take an easy second off that shot. So 24, 23. North Belmont, not a bad day, man. 672 in three-man ladder. 1325 in C-Hose. 807 in B-Hose. And now that's 25. They don't have a point to show for it, but pretty decent numbers uh, all in all by the host today. Like I was saying, there's a battle going on for third, fourth, and fifth. West Hampstead has 11. New High Park, 10.5. Islip and Port Washington, 8.5. Lindy has 8. North Lindenhurst has 6.5. So North Lindenhurst can go all the way up to third, and they can go all the way down to seventh. So we'll see how it plays out. Kopeg has five, so they have a chance to go up as far as fifth place. They cannot catch fourth place. And then Bayshore has four, same deal. They can e either come in fifth, but they can't do anything else because fourth place right now is ten and a half. Kopeg and Bayshore could not catch the ten and a half point mark. Roslyn Highlanders. Roslyn looking to finish up their day. The dumper is up and gone. Every man on the ladder, there hasn't been a slip. We have a good set. The dumper kind of bumped into that barrel, kind of knocked it off the spot. I wonder if that's... Uh, Red flag or not? 13-24 first bucket. Don't know what the rule is with that. It is supposed to be. You know, if you hit that barrel up here, I think that's an automatic no time. Don't know if anyone really saw that, other than the people keeping the scores over there, keeping the time. <coughs> Patch affairs. Send me a text. If your dumper runs up and knocks into that barrel, and the barrel starts to rock, is that an automatic no time or not? Is I that believe. Hold it up. You have overtime. I don't know if anyone... It's a moot point anyway with the overtime. Obviously, it won't be moot if it's re if we rerun the contest. But yes, yeah, the dumper was trying to get in between the ladder and the barrel. Rear end kind of knocked it over a little bit. Correction on that, Roswell Highlands will get no time. There it is. 
man on the top moved the barrel. There you go. Good looking out by the officials. <coughs> Next team on the line, West Hempstead Westerners. You know, it's actually one of those judgment calls because what constitutes you moving the barrel? Yeah. You know, if you <laughs> just happen to brush into it yeah, I and know. you touched it, that's considered moving the barrel. Uh, so I guess it's one of those gray areas. It could calls. be. I mean, he nailed it, though. I mean, yeah, it was a hip check, I mean, you know? Was, <laughs> that was a little more obvious. Yeah, but right. Yeah, I hear you, though. I think the officials use their discretion with that call. I mean, they do draw a circle around the bucket, so maybe mm -hmm. if it moves out of the circle, that's what they use as yep. a, uh, a call for it. One but of the better bucket teams on the track right now, the West Hempstead Westerners. Got Ralphie Nichols dumping, you know, one year removed from running a heavy 20 at the Hempstead Invite. West Hempstead has 11 points. They're looking to lock up third place. If they run a heavy 20, that's exactly what they'll do. If they don't, they'll leave the door open. The track is theirs. They are off and gone. Ralphie Nichols approaching the ladder. He's up and gone. You got Rizzo behind him. He's good. Craig is good. Andrew Brome is in in a spot. The first bucket is coming up. And it's going to be a little bit of a drop by Ralphie. He dropped the bucket. He got it in at 10.02. Then there was another drop. Now they're pumping and going. So a little bit of a mishap with the first two buckets. They are they're motoring now. They have some pace. You see Ralphie uses the style of looking into the barrel. I think they I haven't heard the whole time. Well, no time. You moved the barrel. I, you know, I was thinking about that. See, now, I, the barrel did move. It did move. But I wasn't sure if it moved because the bucket made it move from his hand. I don't think that he actually touched it. It was almost like the bucket that was in his hand moved it. I thought that was a little bit different than the move that Roslyn took place in. Uh... That is interesting that two teams in a row have moved the barrel. A lot of people yelling down at the track have never seen that before. Is the barrel in the right spot? That's something that they might want to take a look at. I don't know. I mean, I, I do everything is measured. I do have my right? rule book. Go ahead. I'm going to... Next team on the line is the North Lindenhurst Pistonockers. Okay. Rob Scarangella giving his interpretation of the rule, saying that there was a little bit of a trip up top. The, 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 put it this way, the barrel definitely moved. I just didn't really get a clear view, even though I'm sitting right here, I wasn't looking at it, of what exactly happened. It looked like it was his hand that had the bucket in it. The bucket in the hand, it kind of moved it. Maybe it was because he lost that barrel. That barrel. I mean, it's a judgment call. Yeah. I mean, that's what we got where it's a judgment call. No matter what it is, the official made the call, it's his call. Yeah, we got, you know, there's a little bit of arguing going down. You got Ralphie Nichols Sr., he looks upset about the call. Patty Clavin, and, you know, rightfully slow. It's one of those uh, judgment calls. Rod's, Rob Scarangello is maintaining his ground. He's doing the right thing as the official, explaining what he saw. Given his explanation, he said that Ralphie fell a little bit and tried to maintain his balance by grabbing onto the barrel. Now, here's, here's the question. Does that consist of moving the bucket? Uh, yeah, I mean, the barrel moved. Like I'll the use barrel a, definitely I'll, moved. I'll use an example. If your throw, if your thrower needed to catch his balance and push the climber, is that assisting the climber? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, I'm saying the fine it, line. It was, it was I know it was definitely a different type of movement because when you when you saw the guy from Rosin run, he ran into right. it. He hit it while he was getting to his spot. Ralphie, it was more like, you know, his hand was in the barrel with the bucket in hand. So I don't know if he used his bare hand to grab the barrel or. If, it, if his hand was with the right. bucket and that kind of made the barrel move. I think his hand was with the bucket. Yes, yeah, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. It's a, it's a tricky one, and I, I could see why West Hampton's upset about the call. I would be. Y you know, <laughs> interesting developments here. I've never seen this before, and never back-to-back -back shots 
you know, it's one of those rules we never really uh, see happen. You know, the thing to remember, too, they did drop the first two buckets. Correct. But, you know, when you're running, you got third place, you, you know, a 23 and a 24 has been scoring. You want your number. Trying to find... And now, now so here's the, here's, here's the conversation. You got... You got Kenny Kahn talking to the official down there. You got Rob Scarangel up here. The argument is, did he move the barrel to keep his balance, or was the bucket in the barrel when he moved it? Here's the part of the rule. I, they got an argument. That West Hampton's got an argument. Here's the here's the part of the rule. If the barrel but Rob's standing his ground. No, you're good. So if the barrel is moved by con contestant, not Excuse by me? water being dumped, team will be disqualified from. He, yeah, that's what we're talking about, Rob. We got it. He definitely. There was definitely some kind of movement. I'm sorry, Jay. Read that again. I have people talking to me now. <laughs> if the barrel is moved. Yes. Oh, hold on, I'm sorry. I missed where it was. If the barrel is moved by contested, not by water being dumped, the team will be disqualified from the contest. And, and so that's and that's where the call comes in. The right? call so comes in. Hand, now I didn't. Now Rob had a better view of it than me. Right. I was looking at. I don't know if he had his hand on the bucket and then moved it, but he, he definitely lost his balance. Go ahead, Rob. Right. Right. He grabbed the bow with his bare hand. So Rob Rob Scarangel has given his his viewpoint. He had the vantage point up here. He's saying he grabbed it with his bare hand. I couldn't tell if he had his bucket in his hand or not. I was I was I was looking down. I'm not saying you're wrong, Rob. I'm just saying you know. <laughs> don't, get, don't get offended. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the, okay. So the call came from the ground. Rob was just kind of validating the call. You know, I think what has to happen now, if West Hampshire wants a protest, they could obviously file it. Let's move on with the contest. North Lindy's ready to run. They've kind of been hold, hold off on the line there. I think that's kind of Doug, Dudley's argument right now. He's saying, listen, yeah, can we run our shot? Right. North Lindy right now, six and a half points. So they could take over third place. They need a first place shot to do so. And we'll need some help so that no one else scores a point. All right. Ducky Fowler leading the troops down the track. He's on and gone. The people behind him are all on and gone. That's a good set. Ducky putting out the knee, but gets to his spot in time. we got a first bucket of about 9.52, Jay. 9.54. Four is in. The fifth bucket. They're, they're going well. Nice pace. Right in the center of the barrel. This should be a good number. Nine is in. That's 10. 11. 12. Hold oh, it up. Ooh, just at the end of 12, bro. Uh, that was close. I got, a, I got a 25, so... No, and, and just for those of you who want to know at home, the barrel there did not move. Time for the piston knockers. 24.69. I'm going back to. So that's the first place shot, and you know that could hold up to put North Lindenhurst into third place. Next team on the line, Lindenhurst now. They would need all five points to get the third. They would need four points to get tied for fourth, potentially, and they need to gain two points on Islip and Port Washington. And I guess you could throw in Lindenhurst, too, to, to get down top five. So we'll see how that plays out as the contest continues. Go ahead, Jay. You were going to say something? Saying for uh, West Hempstead, uh, to protest, I don't think you could protest a judgment call. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Ducky. So uh, <laughs> I don't think there's any way you can protest the judgment call. Yeah, I, I know, man. It, it, the only issue with me, I, 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 don't, I didn't get a good look at it. I, I thought that Ralphie had the bucket in his hand. And so that the barrel moved with the bucket in his hand. Now, if that's enough <laughs> to, 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 you know, it's a gray area. It, it's, it was a completely different move than, than, than Roslyn what Roslyn did. Roslyn, it was like a hip check. Right. You know, the guy lost his balance a little bit. Or maybe he just didn't squeeze by like he did. Ralphie was in his spot. And there was some, something went awry. He, you know, I don't know if he lost his balance and tried to use the barrel to help him. But I thought the whole time that he had the bucket in his hand and never actually made contact with the barrel. But I didn't see it. 
couple people on top of the arch are listening to me. They're shaking their heads no, like I'm wrong. And I'm not saying that I'm right. I, I didn't get... I, I was looking at some other things. You hit the Limit Her Snails coming down the track right now, guys. They have eight points on the day. This is a big shot for them. They've been running good numbers. They have a good set. Kinley's up top. A little bit of a double clutch coming up the top, but it's okay. 9.33 first bucket. Three is in. They got four coming in. They got a good pace going. Five is in. Six is in. Seven looks good. Eight looks good. No. Nine, ten, Lindenhurst now finishing strong. Do they fill in an 11? No, 12. Hold it up. That's going to be a good number. I got in the 23s. That's going to put them into first place. No Lindenhurst could take over third place. They could finish third. They have eight points. What a way to finish by the Lindenhurst Snails. Four points. Time for the Snails. 23.00. 23 flat. 23 fat. They, they took four points in efficiency, three points in motor pump, and potentially now points in buckets after having only one point at a B hose. Next team out of line, Copac Yellowbird. There's a lot about this young team, you know, because they didn't, they didn't start freaking out, Jay. You know, they didn't start oh. getting mad at each other, getting upset. Maybe the Lindenhurst Snails of a couple years ago when they were a little more immature, maybe they would have done that. I don't know. I don't know these guys that well. I don't know if they're that type of people, but the way that they finished this tournament today, they got to be proud of that, you know, and they're going to continue this 2015 season that they have going in good fashion. Obviously, it's not the day they wanted, but they're in position to come in third place. They're, they have five points right now. They have eight points on the day, and they're in first place in buckets. I mean, having that So they can, go to, they can go up to third. They can go down to sixth. We have to see how the rest of the event continues. So having that composure at the end of the day is, is, is the sign of a maturing team. That's exactly right. Kopeg Yellowbirds come to the line with five points. Like I said, the best they can finish is fifth place. To do that, they would have to beat that 23 flat. If they don't beat the 23 flat, then Kopeg will not come down the track today, top five. First man, foot in the arch. I got 605. That's a heavy number. You want to be close to that three-man ladder record, foot in the arch. 992 first barrel. Not so, The pace is good. The, la the bucket's coming up. Good transition. I don't know that I like the way that the bucket's going into the barrel. There's a lot of water being lost out of the water. front. You know, and it's just, it's feel. You know, you do this event long enough, you get the feel of how you hold the bucket in there, how, when to start it up and over. I mean, you could see it took like 13, 14 buckets. That's a 28 and change, maybe a 29. Yeah, he was missing. He was coming out a lot of <coughs> in front of the bucket. was I coming out. Time for the Yellow Birds. 27.67. 27.67. But just Next team on the line, the Ice Bulls. Just looking down, though, at this Kopech team. Look at all, I mean, young guy after young guy. This is a team to watch. They, they really bounced back this year, you know, losing Billy, losing Vinny over the past couple years. They got a good team on the track, and I look forward to watching Kopech um, mature and develop as the season continues and even as next season comes upon us. Yeah, it's tough to go through those highs and lows, but you know, they can come through. If they can keep well. that same bucket team there, yeah. you know, there's a lot of potential. I mean, his foot on the arch is 605. You want to be th near that three-man ladder record when you get your foot on the arch. So, you know, they have to get a little bit better getting that bucket into the barrel. So the Ice of Wolves with eight and a half points right now. I mean, they're going to have to beat that 23 by Lindenhurst if they want to try to hold on to where they are. So... Sorry. Oh, yeah, this is Isobolves. There they go. Coming down the track. Okay, everyone's on and gone. No stumble. First bucket is coming up. We're in the barrel at like 921. Nice smooth pace. You know, the way that this guy's dumping, he's hitting them right in the middle every time. That's the way you want to be. He's, you know, losing a little out the back, but not a whole lot. And now he's made a correction. Nice adjustment. Hey, hold it up. Nice shot here by the Isobolves. Got it. I got 2284. Okay, so, I mean... That could now bump down Lindenhurst if it beats that 23 flat. Time for Isla, 22.68, 2268. 
Okay, so that means Lindenhurst won't get five points. Now they're in second place with four, so that's going to potentially give them 12. So Lindy could still finish in third. Uh, correction. General judges to the bottom of the arch. We have a protest from West Hempstead. Next team on the line, the East Islip Guzzlers. No, there's actually no way that Lindenhurst could finish third. They could finish fourth because you know, Islip would jump ahead of them if they would finish third. So Lindenhurst looking to go fourth or fifth now. Islip putting themselves into position to potentially take over that third place spot because that 2268 is first. Again, we're still waiting on the big show to happen between CI and West Sable. But right now, you know, we got the uh, undercard going first. Again, West Sable, 20 and a half. Hobos, 19. There's still a few teams away. Right now, the East Ice of Guzzlers, we've been saying it all day. They're getting the kinks out. A couple injuries early on. They haven't scored a point yet today. But the bigger picture is that they're out here. They're getting healthy, and they're ready to run some, uh, some tournaments and get some streaks going here of uh, attending the tournaments week in and week out. <coughs> Finishing the top five today is an accomplishment in itself. Yeah, it's, a, it's like a, a mini state today. Mini state yep. today. It's kind of like uh, CI is the Long Island Championship like it used to yep. be where all those teams came out and raced. All right. East Isop's got the course. Pat Dunn leading them down the track. Okay, Pat's on and gone. We have a clean set going. I got a 640 foot in the arch. And the first bucket is in at 10.05. Four buckets are in. Five is a good, good spot in that barrel. A little bit of a slower pace than all the other teams that have been here today. Twelve is in. Turn it right out just at the very last drop. Got about a mid-24. I don't think it's not going to beat that Lindenhurst shot. Might play with that North Lindenhurst number, though. Time for the Guzzlers, 24.57. 24.57. Next team on the line of Rockwell Center Woodlanders. Okay, so what that does is that now bumps North Lindenhurst into fourth place. So North Lindy, who had a chance to maybe come down top five, you know, right now doesn't look like it's going to happen. They're in fourth place. That's only going to give them two points to give them eight and a half. Islip and Paul Washington already have eight and a half, and of course Islip has first place right now, so... Another team that beats that 24-69, that will eliminate North Lindenhurst from the running. Kopeg already eliminated from that running of coming down top five after their shot, so. All right. We got the Rockville Center Woodlanders. We can kind of regroup here. Rockville Center just uh, looking to finish off their day respectfully. So it's nice to see him out of the tournament. Yeah. The truck back on the track. It's nice also to run some buckets in Merrick with the sun going down. Yeah. You know, it's getting cooler out now. It's a ni nice time. We haven't had this in a long time at this track. We were always finishing right in the middle of the daylight. So let's see what the Rockville Center Woodlanders can do. Okay, the dumper's on and gone. Top man, middle man, everyone's a clean set. The first bucket's coming up. That first bucket's half full. Yeah, I, that's the thing. they got to work on. they got to get these buckets full. There's a lot of water being lost. Okay, obviously the dumper up here is someone who probably hasn't done it a whole lot. He's kind of throwing the barrel too, bucket down too quickly. He's not getting every drop in. Um, I, I would say the best advice would be to not be in such a rush to get that bucket yes. down there. If you're listening to me on a hold Tuesday morning right now, dumper from Rockville Center, hold that bucket in that barrel a lot longer than you are, and you'll notice a major difference in the amount of time it takes you to fill that barrel. Wasn't he, uh, and also going down. Time for the Woodlanders. Yeah. 3-0.91. 30-91. Next team on the line, the Tomcats from Vogel. 
up all on the line. You know, so I guess West Hampton put a protest in, right? I, I saw them come up here. So that's going to be an interesting uh, discussion, to say the least. I believe the general judges are uh, up on the hey, You know, and the question is, who made the call? What did you see specifically? Rob Scarangella, who's standing up here, he didn't make the call. I'm sure he's allowed to chime in to tell what he saw, you know. So it'll be interesting to see if West Hampton's granted their rerun. The Bulls and Tomcats are on the line. A couple more teams, and then we'll uh, get into the final show here between CI and West Sable. Going to have Port Washington first, though. <coughs> the Bulls and Tomcats are just setting up. The first bucket is finally coming up now. Good to see Baldwin out here. New B-truck. Red and white B-truck. No more blue. Good to see that they have a lot of guys participating. A couple young guys I see running as bucket men. You might want to think about getting them on the ladder. If you're looking to you know, rebuild and start guys in new positions, that might be the way to do it. Just my two cents. I don't even know if Baldwin wants to hear my two cents. But <laughs> you know, but I see some young guys running as bucket men. Hold it up. You have overtime. Those are the guys that should be on the ladder. You know? Going to be an overtime. I find the fine ladder climb is very difficult. <laughs> Especially uh, yeah. from where I am, it's very difficult. I never have ladder climbers. Yep. I hear you, man. That was a hint. <laughs> um, I'm trying. <laughs> All right, Paul Washington's going to come to the line now. They have eight and a half points. Remember, they're tied with Islip, but Islip right now is in first place. With Next the line is Paul Washington Roadrunner. So if Islip scores and Paul Washington does not, that's going to, you know... It's going to move Paul Washington out for the day. So, I mean, let's see. That's, so, that'll be first and second. So, that'll be third, fourth, fifth. Yeah. I, basically, Paul Washington, they have to beat Isip's time. Mm, I mean, I mean, a, a lot of other things can happen, too. I mean, Paul Washington could take two points and hope that New High Park doesn't score. So, how about we just enjoy the shot, and sure then we'll do the shot. math after. Let's you know, so many do. things could happen. Let's see how Port finishes their day. They got a point in B ladder. Finish strong. Yeah. Okay, they're off and running. Danny Slurner calling them off. Okay. Danny Slurner running top, man. Okay, nice clean set. First bucket is on its way up. And we're in the barrel at 992. A little bit of a hesitation between two and three. Five is in. Six is in. Starting to keep the buckets now. out. Yeah, it got faster once we kept that fifth bucket up here. 10 is a drop after 10. That's going to add some time to the shot. But it filled it on 11 if I'm going off the guy 11. climbing down. I had 25 flat. Okay, about that 25 range. Time for the road runners. 24.71. 24.71. Next team on the line. Yeah, so. Centralized the pomo. All right, so the Wolves, 22.68s first. Then we have a 23 flat by Lindenhurst in second. Then we got that 24.57 by the Guzzlers, 24.69 North Lindy. That 24.71 is fifth place right now. So that would only give Port one point. I, I think that eliminates them. Yeah. If my math is correct, that eliminates them from the top five. Because you've got two big bucket teams running there. Yeah, but even regardless of that, because Islip is going to pass them and take over sole possession, and that's going to, yeah, Port Washington, I believe, mathematically eliminated from the top five. Again, we'll, we'll go back and revisit that. But the story right now, the Central Isop Hobos, they're down a point and a half to the West Sable Flying Dutchman. The Hobos are in the position where they need to put up their shot. 
They have run awesome buckets this year. 20-42 at Lindenhurst. 20-53 at the Hunter just last week. This team is locked and loaded. 1968 team record, uh, state record holders. They have been running excellent buckets. The team, the, the track record here, 1996 by the Termites. That's a short arch. It's uh, in jeopardy as far as I'm concerned. Jay Newhoff approaching the ladder. He's on and gone. David Miller, Chris Murphy, Ryan Murphy, everyone's good to go. We're going to have a heavy first bucket here. 874, two is in, three is in, four, five, every drop's going in. Six is in, seven is in, eight is in. This is heavy, guys. Nine is in, little blip, but good. Eleven. Hold it up. I got 20-19. I got a heavy 20. There was a little bit of a blip on the ninth bucket, do you? Ooh, that would beat the track record by two hundredths. Time for the hobos. 20.09. That is a heavy, heavy number. And believe it or not, the yellow one is on the line. Jay. The West Sable flying today. So that that shot there, uh, we, the old one has been a 2009 yeah. on this track back. Yeah, I think I forget the year it was, uh, 06 or 07 or 08, one of those years. And then we ran it at Hempstead as it was the state record not that long ago. But enough about us. That 2009 is now first place. So what West Sable needs to do, if they want to, you know, hold on to first place, right? So they have a point and a half lead. So that means that they would need to take at least third place, correct? So yes. far, no, they would need to take second place. So they have to be the 2268 to at least stay in the running. 2268, the number to beat by the West Sable Flying Dutchman. Mikey Mara's on and gone. Looks like a clean set. Foot in the arch at 596. There's that three-man ladder record. We got a bucket in at 9-1. Three is in. A little bit of a delay. I think there was a drop there between four and five. Six is in. Seven is in. Eight. Nine. Some going out the front. Eleven is in. Twelve is in. Hold it up. I have a 23 flat. If that's a 23 flat, that doesn't beat that 2268, and the CI Hobos are going to win this tournament. Because they're going to gain two points, all right? Five to three. What's the number? The number they have to beat to maintain their half-point lead is going to be a 2268. If they don't beat Time for the Flying Dutchman, 23.03. 23.03. And that's going to that's gonna do it as far as first and second. Let's see the line of the Merrick Buckeyes. So the Hobos are going to get first. Second is Islip. So that's a tweener between them and West Sable. So that's a two-point gain right there. But that 23.03 is... Your attention, please. Linder. The protest from West Hempstead has been disallowed. Under 13.08. All right. So let's do a little math here. I'm going to put a five spot next to CI right now. How about that? 24 I, I points. Okay. I think we're pretty safe All right. that. that uh, <laughs> that's no insult to anyone else. No. It's just that there's no one else running a 20 or not. If they do it, I'll have to change my score sheet. Fine with me. So that 2268 by Islip is four points right now. That's going to move Islip to 12 and a half, and that'll potentially put them into third. Jay, take the Merrick Buckeyes play-by-play while I do a little Eric. math here, all right? <laughs> Eric's up. A little delay on the first bucket. Here they go. First one in the bucket. Very sl a slow pace for Merrick, but they're getting in. Bumpers getting it into the bucket. Taking it nice and slow, learning bucket teams learning, which is a good thing to do. Hold it up. Time for the Buckeyes. 29.91. 29.91. Next team on the line are the New High Park Termites. 
You know, I park have a chance placing in this tournament. Yeah, hold on one second. I'm just doing some math with Lindy. Lindy's moving up to 11. All right, the way that I have it right now, you got CI winning the drill. You got West Saber locked up second place. The Wolves right now, with the four points in buckets, that's going to put them to 12 and a half and third. And then we're going to have a fourth place tie between West Hempstead and Lindy with 11 points each. However, the New High Park Termites have 10 and a half points. So all they really need to do to move West Hempstead and Lindy down is to take one point. So fifth place right now is that, what is it, 2303, it's at 2469, 2457, excuse me. So they got to be to 2457 to at least get a point. But they're looking for more than that. So let's see what... See what they can do here. Got Frankie Sonnenberg leading them down the track. They're off and running. Some of them wearing their Joe Hunter pinks, others with the new Hyde Park Termite Blue. It's a clean set. A little bit slower than they're what they're accustomed to. We got a first bucket around 10 3. But Frankie, one of the best dumpers ever to play this game. He is dead center, not losing a drop. And there's a little bit of a drop there between, I guess that's like 8 and 9. Lost count. No hold it up yet, but the light's red. They didn't yell hold it up, though. Okay, so we have an issue here where the, <laughs> the light didn't turn red and there's water coming out over the top. I mean, it was filled like three buckets ago. <laughs> to me, it looks like one of the... It looks like the light's red, though. Maybe, yeah, it was maybe all three. One sensitive you trip. You got one yellow and two red. <laughs> so, so there's a little bit of uh, confusion right now. North New High Park ran a shot. It looked like it filled an 11, like Jay called it. And we can see a red light go off. But I don't know if all three of the sensors went off. There are three sensors at the top of the barrel that need to trip when the water level gets to the certain height. I don't know. I'm speculating right now. Maybe that's the issue. Let's I think that's what it is. Wait until the like official we have, uh, announcement. We have two red and one yellow on the uh, on the box. Uh, so. Uh, so I mean, it's, it's from all that running into the barrel, you know. Or what I mean? <laughs> or, or the box got wet. Could be either. It or could be the box got wet. That's true. And you can see them kind of shaking it off over here. Yeah, it's dripping. It was filled, Frankie. <laughs> it was filled like three buckets yeah. ago. <laughs> and you added another three just to I make sure, you know. <laughs> I think it went on 11, Frank. The, the, the two red, red on 11, it looked like. Yeah. yeah. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. I had 23 to change on 11. Uh, you know, and that would have been the number that they, that would have put them into position for taking a point. That's what they need to, to maintain. See, because right now... Attention, please. Yeah, go ahead. West Hempstead Fire Department requesting a grievance committee... Grievance committee to meet under the arch under rule 1308. Okay, so the West Hampshire Westerners, they their protest was denied. There's an appeals process, and that's the uh, call for the grievance committee. So the grievance committee is the final. It's the Supreme Court, I guess you could say. I don't no, even know if it's appeals. Court, I mean, uh, you know, and whatever they say goes. So they're either going to uphold the decision of the general judges, or they're going to rule in favor of the West Hampshire Westerners. So we'll we'll stay tuned to see the developments in that. Maybe a little people out there don't have the knowledge, the Grievance Committee has to unanimously vote to overturn the decision of the general judges. And if your team is involved, if you're on the Grievance Committee and your team is involved, you must disqualify right. yourself right. from the day and an alternate will take over. Right. 
Are there any Westerners on the Grievance Committee? Yes, there is. Oh. Uh, Ralph Nichols. Or Kenny? Ralph Nichols. Ralphie, okay. I've done the. I've been through the grievance process a whole bunch of times. Yeah, you know, so it's a process that we need. It's very democratic. It's what we yes. do here in this country, and uh, you know, it's it's interesting. It's it's debatable. You got to take every case individually because there's no two cases that are exactly the same. Because it's, it's basically, as I said, Supreme Court. It's interpretation. That's what it is. So about yeah, interpretation of the rules. And West Hempstead's probably going to argue that his hand wasn't on the barrel, that it was more on the bucket, and you know maybe it was maybe more of the water, water that's what moved it, and, and they have a good argument, I think. The officials up here saw it, saw it as Ralphie using his hand to maintain his balance, and I think the officials have a good argument as well. So it's going to be a tough debate, you know, and, and an important one. Cause Mike Ward to the bottom of the arch. Mike Ward to the bottom of the arch. You know, West Hempstead, as it stands right now, they had a lot of points coming in, but they have dropped into fourth place. That's so long as Islip stays on top. Again, the story of the day, West Central Islip coming back to pass West Sable at the end. It was a great battle between these two teams throughout the entire day. Uh, what can you say about West Sable? Five flat and B ladder. I mean, Mikey Mara is back his bestest time since 2012. The fastest time in the sport since 2012. I mean, giddy up. Yeah, there hasn't been a four since 2012. I mean, so there's been five O's, of course, but not a five flat. Um, you know, battling all day, 13 to nine, coming out of C hose. Then it was 16, 14 out of B hose. 18 and a half to 14 out of efficiency, and CI just kept clawing and chipping away, and they swept the final two contests, you know, that, that so far at least, obviously Buckets isn't over yet. If this, uh, and if this is a meter of our state drill, yeah, uh, I think we're in for a great state drill, and we're adding some teams from upstate that are that are good teams, and I think it's going to make a, uh, it should make for a great state drill. I Definitely. Feel like this is the best drill, I, honestly, I think I've seen in, in a good in a good year of uh, just not a state, a good, a good running drill, a good time in drills. I mean, the C ladder times today, ladder, C ladder and COs are spot on. Probably one of the best combination C ladder COs times in a long time. Yeah, 924 first, uh, fifth place in C ladder and 1278 fifth place in C hose. So definitely some good numbers going on today. B hose, we had a, an amazing B hose event today. Yeah, not too often we get to see a 7.5, so yeah. 759. I mean, you look at the numbers, five flat in B ladder, 759, and now a 2009 in buckets. I mean, this has been a great tournament. Through and through, 634, one three-man ladder. There was a 637 by Copeg, second place. There's a lot to take away from this drill, and it's only the beginning of July. You know, I don't know that every team is at mid-season form. You know, you look at your East Islips that haven't really hit their stride yet. And we still got into it. You know, we got the two uh, break uh, from each other for the two counties, yep. and then we go right and then into we, then we're back to that stretch. Central Islip and and Hempstead, and then the Hempstead state. Hempstead and yep. the state. You know, you had Bayshore not running with us, running without a sea truck today. We're missing. I mean, a couple teams are missing. I think we're missing West Islip yep. today. Um, who else we're missing today? Any teams that did not come? And no, I not think. Show yeah. Let me just say West Islip, Miller Place. Yeah. Got your upstate teams that we talked about. You know, obviously not making it down today. <laughs> but they're not going to come to this tournament. No. But, Do we see but there are uh, teams that could definitely throw monkey wrenches. No, I checked on the website before. You know, I got nothing out of their invite from up north. That's another great feature. We keep talking about features of the website and thing, the live updates. While watching the tournament live, you yeah. can't listen to or watch the tournament. Yeah. you got that live update where you can just keep refreshing yeah, the phone. Yeah, pretty cool. Just got a question from Woody, Spencerport Woody. He just asked, why didn't Payshore have a sea truck today? Uh, I believe it was an issue with their driver. Driver had prior communication. No mole, right? Yes. Thanks, Jeff. I'm glad Woody is listening. 
He has really good sleepovers, I was told. <laughs> What's that all about? Uh, it's a big thing. <laughs> with, uh, he, he, he likes having sleepovers with the old-fashioned teams. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I'm looking on this website now at the Lake Placid drill for today. The only thing that's been updated is uh, motorhose replacement. It looks like Clayton took first with a 1061. Uh, but no other results are coming across on my phone right now. It's actually a fun event to run. You ever run? Yeah. Motorhose replacement? Ah, uh, no. <laughs> no, sir. I, I guess you have then. I've ran it in the Point Pleasant drill. I uh, ran nozzle for it when I was in Roslyn. It is a lot of fun. Interesting. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, right. Very interesting. <laughs> so I'm not sure, like, oh, that's right, what we're doing. I'm, I'm thinking for a second that maybe, maybe they stopped for the grievance committee. You know, the people listening at home, they didn't stop the contest because of the call for the grievance committee. They stopped the contest because they're just making sure that the uh, that the timing equipment is working up here on the top of the barrel. Of course, New High Park didn't get a time because not all of the three sensors tripped when the water level got to that height that it needed to get to. And so they're just futzing around with the timing box, the timing equipment. So just an update that's the delay. Lake Placid. Oh, what do you got? Uh, thank you, Jonathan. Lake Placid won the drill by 14 points. Uh, Great Bend won the drill by 14 points. Good stuff. <laughs> the, uh, here's another thing. Uh, the, the group, the uh, group me group is something that uh, yes. is... It's great. We used to have the live chat. That's kind of taken over for the live the chat live to chat. get me up. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of fun. It's some uh, some good times making fun of people, <laughs> and uh, some information is shared on it as well. So yeah. that is also. Uh, Just got a text from Kevin Candido. You know, one of the sayings in Hempstead was always the first team to 20 wins. And we stopped saying that after the 1997 state drill because he's changed it that morning to the first team to 19 wins. <laughs> and we were the first team to 19. We didn't win. But anyway, the first team to 20 did not win today. The, Hobo, uh, the Flying Dutchman got the 20 and a half, first team to 20. But they are not going to win it today. The Hobos getting to 24 with five points in buckets with a 20.09. Where was Mr. Candido today? He's out east doing his thing. You know. I heard he's going to make a surprise appearance at the county. A surprise appearance? Yeah. Yeah, let's see why not. Oh, I almost lost my scorecard there. Still a little windy going up up top here. Still working on timing equipment right now? Yeah. So, you know, again, 20.09 by CI is first place. Five points. It locks up the day for them. Second place in the contest is a 22.68. If that holds for the Ice of Wolves, that's going to put them into third place overall for the day. After that 22.68, we go to a 23 flat. Now, that 23 flat by Lindenhurst, that currently gives them three more points to put them with 11. And that would tie them for fourth with West Hempstead overall for the day and, and would give them a ride down the track after only scoring one point out of B-Hose. Again, we were speaking about it when Lindenhurst was on the ladder before, but if you're back at the camp, Lindenhurst, way to finish the drill, guys. Way to keep your heads on. Way to, uh, way to close strong. And that's uh, Lindenhurst, two big yeah. drills. Yeah. But coming down the course of the Joe Hunter and then coming down the course of this drill with a lot well, of big Well, potentially. There's still things that could happen that can make them not come down the track, but they're at least in the position to do so. But, yeah, you know, it's very easy to just, you know, kind of get the, let your frustrations get the better of you after coming out of B-Hose with only one point, but then to go four in efficiency, three in pump, and now potentially three more in buckets, you know, that's a good ten points out of the final 15. You know, we're talking... Mariana Rivera, you know, you're closing it out, right? You said before. Maybe Mariana would be 14 out of 15. Yeah, I don't know. But, <laughs> but run, running those K-Rod. Last, running those last 
three. Yeah. Right, got to be able to run those last, last threes. Three. So that 23 flat is third place right now. The 2303 by West Sable is fourth. They have already locked up second place. They can't do any worse than second place. And then after that 2303, we go down to a 2457 by East Islip. That would be their first points of the day. But still a lot to be decided. Again, New High Park's getting a rerun. They have ten and a half points. They could jump into the top five. West Hempstead could potentially get a rerun. They've called to the grievance committee due to a, a judgment call on the barrel when they ran their shot. And it was funny because it happened two shots in a row. The Rosin Highlanders ran a shot and they knocked the, the, the dumper ran into the barrel, hip checked it. Clear no time. West Hempstead a little bit more of a gray area. You know, I wasn't giving my full 2020. I was kind of looking at the buckets being passed up. Well, when do we see that? I mean, we don't see that rarely. Oh, back to back, right. Back to when do you ever get called for no time for running into the barrel happening two shots in a row? And, and, you know, that's kind of the question. Now, did Ralphie, did he lose his balance and put his bare hand on the barrel to maintain his balance, thus causing the barrel to shake? Or was his hand on the bucket the entire time? I feel like that makes a difference. I don't know. I, do, I, but I think it does, too. It's a tough call. It's a judgment call. I, and, you know, Rafi Nichols being, you know, one of the better dumpers, if not the best dumper in the state, you know, you I, I guess they, I guess with the call, they don't play favorites. They don't get benefit of the doubt. You know, you could think, you know, Ralph, he's got a good position of strength to, to speak from and say, listen, I didn't put my hand on the barrel. I know not to do that. You know, I know not to shake it. But obviously he didn't do it on purpose. Did lose his balance a little bit, but I don't know. <laughs> That's what they're figuring out right now. I, I, I don't think his hand ever touched the barrel. I thought it was on the bucket the whole time. And they're talking about it, so yeah. that's what they're going to have to yeah. give their interpretation right. of that rule. And, so. and, of course, the officials had the better view point than I did. I was watching the buckets being brought up. Robbie Scarangella doing a nice job of maintaining his ground and just saying what he saw. I heard a couple things. You know, this is tough about being official. Like yeah, it's not easy, like right? You, you got to separate calls, from. You right. got to make your call and you stick by your call because you can't just change it either. Right. Metal either because yeah. if you made the call and you saw it, you have to do it. And right. It might not be the most popular decision that you made, That's but right. it happened. And you know, a lot of people were all friends with each other on this track, and right. it's tough when you know you have to make a call. You got to separate the friendship from being an official. It's tough. I give them a lot of credit, and it's not easy to do. One of the other uh, things we talked about today, for those just tuning in, I don't know if you've been with us all day or not, today was our first ever selection Saturday. We did the running order for the 2015 state drill. We, uh, we They did the selection out of a hat the appropriate way with the state statisticians and whoever needed to be involved from you know from, from the team's hosting. They, we did it the right way, but they kept it in a sealed envelope. And we, we brought the uh, we brought the running order up here, and we, uh, we kind of read it out to you live on top of the arch. Which I think was kind of cool. It was pretty cool, kind of a new thing. We could do a little selection Saturday every year and it's go like, over. It's like the NHL draft when they do the reveal of the draft. That's right. I, uh, that's exactly what I thought of last night when yeah. I was doing it. And, you know, I guess what we could do, off-season project, for those of you who have old scorecards at home, I know that the state drill scorecards are something that don't get thrown away. I need to know where teams ran on the line for pretty much <laughs> every tournament in the 50s and 60s and the 40s, most of the 70s, and then 81 through 88. Oh, no, 81 through 84 and 88. And then for some odd reason, 95, 6, and 7 isn't like on the archive I think site. I the 71. Yeah. I think my father has the 71 scorecard. I mean, the, check your scorecards. Check, w check what's in, the, in, your, you know, in your firehouses, in the drill rooms. I'm sure these are hanging on the wall. Take a picture of it. Send it to me if you can. 516-376-9993. Send me a text. I, I want to just compile some data. 
based on what we have so far, spot 64 has produced the most champions. <laughs> I don't think we're going to get to that. Uh, team, right, 40 is the high, What is the highest number? 48, 48. this year? <laughs> but yes. it's not even. The highest number is going to be... Oh. Now we're going well, we to have a post entry. It's still going to be 48, though, right. because it's gonna, we're going to split it down the middle. So. Right. So teams, imagine that the 64 spot. You got the 76 hobos, the 83 40 thieves, the 84 yellow hornets, and the 87 snails, all winning at spot 64. Could you imagine? We didn't ever race in that type of environment. Yeah, no. But imagine the racing in that where you had. I mean, I've seen numbers in the 70s, like some old team 78 know, on a line, like team 78 on the line. The highest I found going through it was 75, 75. And, and that was the snails in 1983 ran 75, <laughs> and they came in second place, and that was from the last position. Wow. One of four teams that I found that have placed top five running dead last. Again, I'm sure there are more. The websites. Uh, not completely up to date. You know what it is? The, the times are there. The teams who won are there, but their running positions are, are right. not there. So, I mean, uh, we need the authentic scorecard, right? Just so doing a lot of work on that. It's uh, it's a lot of information to compile. I mean, with computers now, it makes our, our job it, a lot it easier. It'd just be interesting it. to see. You know, who's <laughs> how many teams have placed from the one spot? You know, how many teams have placed from the last spot? Which which place? Which spot in the running order has produced the most champions? You know, and the other thing we spoke about, I'll revisit it. You know, selection Saturday. We spoke about the teams running number one. You know, a lot of people think that's a bad thing. It's not as bad if you really look at the stats. The 1998 Pistonockers won from the first position, and then there are seven other teams that have placed from the first position. And uh, that's the second most out of all the other places. So, like, team, like the 17 team on the line is placed nine times. The first team on the line is placed seven times. So, again... Don't have all the stats. Don't have all the data. But there's there's a lot more. It's cool to go back to it and yeah. then see like through the whole thing on where these numbers were because you know it's yeah. going to skew the numbers. Attention, please. Right. In reference to the grievance from West Hempstead, the grievance committee has come to a decision that they cannot act on this due to the fact that it was a judgment call. The protest remains disallowed. So, I kinda said so that'll before. be a good uh, conversation after the tournament. We'll have a good debate. You know, it's. I kind of said that before. We. Yeah. I, I've actually. I think I put in a protest on a judgment yeah. call, which I was told. There's yeah. Right. You it can do it's about one of those it. things, right? It's what someone saw. And right. Yeah. I, I guess just be happy. I. I you know, you want to win any tournament you go right. to, but it's not the big one. It's not the big dance. But still, it's something to keep in mind because it could happen there. It could have happened there. Well, maybe now. Now it's more. It's. You know, as I look at a lot of these tournaments, I tell my team is. Our tournaments are for the state's learning experiences. Right. You want to go out and win them, but you learn stuff as you race. Through exactly. Thing, on the track, different stuff that happened. Because it is different to race drill day than it is at your practice. There's a lot more different right. variables that you have right. and you have to get used to. Even like little stupid stuff running off the track while you're, you know, we run a little different with the cards, but guys run off the track. Yeah. That There are going to be people in your way. It's not going to be an empty track. And right. That's true. And you take this all as learning experiences. Yeah, I'm curious to talk to... I want to talk to Rafi later and see what he thought happened. Because I, I have an idea of what I thought happened. Um, I thought I'll pick his brain after the tournament. I thought, I thought he, he had his hand on the bucket. I did, I too. Uh, but, you know, the officials over there saw something different. They were on the other side. Again, I didn't give my full 2020 vision the whole time. I was watching the buckets come up the ladder. You know, at the split second where Ralphie had that little... Whatever it was, hitch. But anyway, getting back to the teams running number one. Seven teams. The seven teams that have placed top five in the stage row runner number one. Again, I'll read them off. I, people at home, that, I feel like we've got a bigger audience now at this time of day than earlier in the day. The 67 Redskins from the first position came in fourth. The Flying Dutchman came in second in 91. Yellow Hornets, fifth in 92. Pistonockers won it all in 98. Red Onions, 
fifth place in 01, the Termites fifth place in 02, and the Wolves most recently doing it in 2013. That's placing top five in the state drill, running from the first position. I'm sure there are more out there. Again, the records on FD Archive are not full. Please go through what you have at home. Go through what you have hanging in your firehouse, hanging in your drill room, your drill garage. Get that data to me, and uh, I'll update the stats, and we'll have a pretty good conversation next year for Selection Saturday if I get everything perfect. We could really have a good conversation about who's got the most position, you know, most wins from what spot. And hopefully it's here. Maybe we'll tell the host of the state to pick it. Yeah. All top state, actually, next year. Yeah, we're, yep, we're talking 2017, so. So uh, I got the results, the top five from Lake Placid's drill. Number one, Great Bend. Number yeah. two, Copenhagen. Right. Number three, Clayton. Number four, Lake Placid. And number five, oh. Louisville. Hold on one second, Bob. All right, I'm getting a call from Bob Noonan here. Bob, I'm going to bring you on the air. I'm going to put the speakerphone right to the uh, microphone, and so you know, keep it PG. You understand? <laughs> What's up? Uh, you know, Russ, Russ uh, FC from uh, Woodmere. Oh, hold on. I thought you were going to give me like uh, I thought you were chiming in on something about the bucket barrel. Hold on one second. I'm going to take this privately, Jake. Give me one second. What's that? All right, so that wasn't going to be a racing conversation, so uh, no. we're not going to listen to that now. Uh, we're still waiting. The grievance committee has ruled that they cannot rule on the grievance put in by West Hempstead due to a judgment call. We are still waiting with a problem, looks like, with the sensors on the bucket barrel. Uh, we're up here now just um, changing out one of the sensors. You guys were talking about that, right? Yeah, yeah, sorry. I, I brought you back on the air, Bob. I thought it was something. I thought you were going to tell me that something. So, so there's a guy from Woodmere. He has scorecards from the state drills from the 40s. Yeah, Russ. Okay. Russell, everybody knows him. I just always, I, I never told him his last name. Okay. All right, I got to check it out. I'd love to see a copy just for the running order because I have old, I have most of the results. But okay. all right, cool. Okay. Thanks, Bob. I'm gonna go back to do my job up here. I saw him today, so he was he's down there. I don't know if he's still there, but all right. All right, buddy. Okay. Go get that pump house in Disneyland working. All right. I'll see you later. Okay. Bye. -bye. See ya. <laughs> Bob Noonan, senior. Long time fluke. An honorary Yellow Horn. He's not really an honorary Yellow Horn, I don't think. But he's, uh, you know, one of our guys, one of our coaches, one of our fans in the stands for years. He's always, he's always great. <laughs> I think he'd be okay with me saying, I, <laughs> friend of the Yellow Horn. You know, he bleeds blue though. He's a fluke through and through. He's always great to you talk know. to. He's one of those guys. Yeah, he's got a lot of great stories. Real old school guy. Knows all the bylaws by heart. I mean, this is, yeah, the guy's knows his stuff. Oh, that, that school too. My father's part of that school. That old school people. They know bylaws. Bylaws, rules. Right. <laughs> right. And, right. And the stories that I just, this is funny stories that they tell. It's stuff that, it's funny when you first started racing, there's stuff that doesn't happen now, and then, you know, you become the old guy telling right. the stories. But we used to do it this way. Yeah. And yes, the stories, and we're kind of getting into that category now. We say, oh, this never happened yeah, back exactly. then. Exactly. This never, <laughs> never happened back then. Yep. And with this sport, hopefully, it keeps continuing as it is. Yeah. And those people can keep going where. That's exactly right, bro. Man, this is uh, this is a brutal delay that we're in the middle of. You know, we're, we're running there. We want to see who's going to finish top five. We got New High Park ready to go. Uh, you know, for rerun pretty soon. But they're trying to work with the sensors up top to try to uh, make sure that the barrel trips at the right part, at the right spot. So you know, still working on the barrel. West Hempstead did not get granted a rerun, and then the grievance committee ruled that it was a judgment call, so West Hempstead is not going to be rerunning buckets, so they're going to finish with 11 points on the day. Now, right now, it, with where we are in the tournament, in buckets, 11 points is tied for 4th and 5th with the Lindenhurst Snails. Now, that's 
considering that Lindenhurst is in third place in buckets with a 23 flat right now. So that could change should someone beat Lindenhurst's time. Then West Hempstead will have sole possession of fourth place. And Lindenhurst will move down to fifth. Islip right now moved into third place with their shot of 22.68, which is second place right now. Of course, that can all change. We're waiting on New High Park to run. We're safe with the 20. The 20 is a safe time, so we're, we're, we're going to put that at first. Yeah, that's what I did. I put I put the 20.09 first place, five points. West Sable's already locked up second place. I just don't know how many points West Sable's going to end up with. Right now they're in fourth in buckets with that 23.03. So just, you know, ready to go. We can see New High Park could jump into that top five and potentially bounce out Lindenhurst. Potentially bounce out West Hempstead. It'll be more likely that Lindenhurst gets bounced out, though, because West Hempstead already has the 11. Lindenhurst has 8 coming in, so they need the 3 points that they're getting right now to get to that point to get 11. All right. The Ice of Wolves, like I said, they've moved up. Port Washington Roadrunners, I believe, are mathematically eliminated for the day. Running a 24-71. That's out of the money. They had 8.5 coming in. So if they're going to stay at 8.5... Fifth place right now is ten and a half, so they are mathematically finished for the day. Copeg again, they're mathematically finished for the day. They had a shot at coming in fifth place, but they're not currently in the top five, so they're out for the day. Let's look at L North Lindenhurst Pistonockers at twenty-four sixty-nine. What place is that in right now? Let's see, first, second, third, fourth. Yeah, that twenty-four sixty-nine by North Lindy's out of the money, so they're not going to come down top five. All right, so. We've got some mixing and matching between West Sable, Lindenhurst, and New High Park. And, and the Bayshore Redskins, you know, they have four points. Should they get five, that's going to bring them to nine. So that's not going to be enough to catch New High Park. So the Bayshore Redskins have been mathematically eliminated from the top five as well. A big thing today also, we I don't think we mentioned that often, today was both county points for Nassar and for Suffolk, which is a rarity that we run county points together. Right. Hold on, I'm just trying to make sure that what I'm saying is correct here. But let's see, if Bay yeah, Bayshore might have an outside chance. They would need to beat Islip's time, and then they would need some tweeners. Cause they, yeah, th so they do have, th they're not mathematically out. Bayshore does have an outside chance. They have to put up a shot, though. You know, they have to beat that 20.09, or at the very least, they have to beat the second place time. And then hope that teams come in between them and Islip and West Ham, excuse me, and Lindenhurst. So, Bayshore with an outside chance of coming down top five, but not likely. But, you never know. they've been running good buckets. They've been running very good buckets. So, yeah, I, I, I'm not saying they can't run the number. Right. I don't know if they have enough to run the tweeners, you know, to get the help that they need. I don't think we have much teams that can run the yeah, tweeners right. in between them. That's what I'm left on the track, so... The stands have emptied a tad. Yeah. Yeah, you got <laughs> most teams hanging out here, just ready to uh, call it a day, come down to track, tie five, have a couple cold ones. Do we have all teams run buckets, or do we miss some teams running uh, buckets? Westbury didn't run buckets after running all day. Um, I think that was the only team. Pixel? I mean... Hicksville. Hicksville did not run buckets either. Yeah, good call. They didn't run pump or buckets. Again, you know, Hicksville dealing with injuries this right. season. So you have New High Park, Bayshore. 
You can have Sayville, Coral Place. You see Coral Place out there? Yep. I see yeah. the Sea of Green over there. Farmingville Bandits. Looks like that's... You see the Bandits out there? I don't know. I see Manhasset at the back, so the Manhasset's going to be running. So, we'll just wait and see. You want to keep it here? What do you want to do, Freddy? Right, listen, I'll keep you on it up all day. <laughs> yeah, so we said coming up with the tournaments. We have the uh, Suffolk County tournament, yeah. which is next. Which is nice. We tried to spread it out this year. Uh, that guys from Nassau can go out and watch the Suffolk tournament and vice versa. Guys from Suffolk can come out and watch the Nassau tournament. Um, Riverhead, I think it's an 8 a.m. I don't know what time oh. that start is. The Nassau drill is an 8 a.m. start. Is it? And that's in Rockville Center. And that's in two weeks. And we are marching the parade right after that. Okay. So uh, the parade, parade is also in Rockville Center. Center. Oh, yep. Nice. We haven't done that, you know, and I was talking about with a bunch of guys. I don't remember the last time we actually raced and, and then paraded in the same town. And then paraded in the same town, and right after the drill is only the county normally ever is yeah. the race right after the drill. It would, it would either have to be America or Hempstead. Right. <laughs> if I you mean, think about the it. Only two maybe Woodmere 99. I feel like we marched in Woodmere that year. Well, or, or maybe Bayville right. not that long ago. But right. that's that's to Bay Bayville though. That's when Belmore hosted it we raced here we ended in Belmore. Right. So oh you know place. what I remember doing Oceanside. I remember right. the Oceanside. Oceanside we're waiting. We'll do a commercial. Alright we're going to pay right. some bills. We'll be back in a few. Hopefully they'll get this barrel figured out. Attention, fire chiefs and commissioners. You already know New York State has mandated that your department supply your members with bailout rope systems. Coastal Fire System is also the exclusive bailout system distributor for New York State drill teams. The friends at Coastal are equipment dealers for Petzl, Scott, CMC, Colorado Systems that can walk you through the state requirements to ensure the safety of your members. Your bailout system process starts and finishes with the folks at Coastal, a family-owned and operated business. Check them out online at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 63 661-7515. The Titan Group is back supporting Drill Team Racing and taking their game to the next level with 20 years experience in the apparel industry and the addition of an in-house design team. We will find exactly what you're looking for. This year, join Team Titan and let us handle all your apparel and equipment needs and be part of all of Team Titan's promotions. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. Owned and operated by members of the Drill Team community, we know what it takes to run your team. Let us handle everything from jerseys to helmets and tape to trophies. We are one-stop shop for all your drill team needs. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up. Get on. The Titan Group. Have you been looking for the perfect technology solution for your apparatus? Streetwise turns tablet computers into powerful, full-featured MDCs. And unlike smartphone apps, Streetwise is a live, fully networked, enterprise-grade software package that functions just like the more expensive laptop MDC, but is CAD-independent and at a fraction of the cost. Don't settle for less than the best. Check out the online video demonstration today at www.streetwisecadlink.com. Streetwise CADLink, the mobile response software that just works. How old is your fire department thermal imager? Thermal imaging technology is changing as quickly as your smartphone, and the time has come to upgrade your TIC. Coastal Fire System is the exclusive thermal imaging distributor of New York State drill teams and offers the full line of Scott, ISG, and FLIR cameras. Coastal is a one-stop shop for the best brand, so start the upgrade process with the longest-running sponsor of New York State drill teams. Camera servicing also available. Check out Coastal Fire System on Facebook or give them a call at 631-661-75. 
Integrated Wireless Technologies is proud to be part of the 2015 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom radio solutions, licensing assistance, and top-notch service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. With over 60 years of experience in the fire and rescue business, Nassau Fire Apparatus is known to be the leader in the industry. They are vehicle and equipment distributors who provide products, parts, maintenance, repairs from coast to coast. People working at Nassau Fire not only sell the products and services, but also work in the industry in EMS and as firefighter volunteers. You won't find a more dedicated and experienced team to align with than Nassau Fire Apparatus. Visit them online at www.nassaufire.com for more information. 2016 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 20th and 21st at the new location, the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. It's bigger and better, with many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product lines and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Jolly Tinker Hose Company is the new source for the best racing hose available. Each length is designed to withstand the demands of FD Racing. Colored hose and double jackets now available. For more information, call 516-322-6366. Jolly Tinker Hose Company, we have tight hose. If you experience any damage due to fire, flooding, wind, or mold and need help, contact SOS Emergency Services. SOS is the exclusive emergency mitigation company for New York State drill teams since family-owned and firefighter-operated. SOS has a friendly working arrangement with all insurance companies, so call 631-486-7979. SOS Emergency Services for the right help in your time of need. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing. As they celebrate their 42nd year of publishing, they're honored to be the official publication and online coverage of New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Inn at New Hyde Park, Long Island's premier catering facility is the first choice for weddings, parties, and corporate events. Owned and operated by local families and firefighters, it sets the standard for supreme service, gourmet cuisine, and style. The Inn's restaurant, Brasserie 214, takes you on a culinary road trip through Europe with our world-renowned chef and an unmatched international beer menu. To book your next event or to celebrate after a tournament, go to www.innatnewhydepark.com or Brasserie214.com. Open table or Facebook or call 516-354-7797. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products, and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631 5170 or visit hightechfirenewyork.com Fatty McGee's in East Islip Wednesday is ladies night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island stop in anytime for a drink with good company a great lunch and dinner menu and of course those famous Fatty's Wings 
The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola. And SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments including Central Islip to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Bill Fox Company has been in business for over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchman, Hobos, Wolves, and Yellow Hornets. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. Coastal Fire System is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams. Coastal is your one-stop shop for all your SCBA and fire equipment needs. Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RIT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hayek's Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves. For more information, check them out at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631-661-7515. Whether you've been a FASNI credit union member for years, just become a member, or yet to take advantage of our member-friendly products and services, we have the tools you, your family, and your fire department need for financial success. From low-rate auto loans and free checking to shared branching and mobile banking, when it comes to your finances, we are fully involved. To learn more about our products and services, visit us at www.fasnicu.com. Attention, fire chiefs and commissioners. You already know New York State has mandated that your department supply your members with bailout rope systems. Coastal Fire System is also the exclusive bailout system distributor for New York State drill teams. The friends at Coastal are equipment dealers for Petzl, Scott, CMC, Colorado Systems, and can walk you through the state requirements to ensure the safety of your members. Your bailout system process starts and finishes with the folks at Coastal, a family-owned and operated business. Check them out online at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 63 661-7515. The Titan Group is back supporting Drill Team Racing and taking their game to the next level with 20 years experience in the apparel industry and the addition of an in-house design team. We will find exactly what you're looking for. This year, join Team Titan and let us handle all your apparel and equipment needs and be part of all the Team Titan's promotions. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. Owned and operated by members of the Drill Team community, we know what it takes to run your team. Let us handle everything from jerseys to helmets and tape to trophies. We are one-stop shop for all your drill team needs. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up. Get on. The Titan Group. Have you been looking for the perfect technology solution for your apparatus? Streetwise turns tablet computers into powerful, full-featured MDCs. And unlike smartphone apps, Streetwise is a live, fully networked, enterprise-grade software package that functions just like the more expensive laptop MDC, but is CAD-independent and at a fraction of the cost. Don't settle for less than the best. Check out the online video demonstration today at www.streetwisecadlink.com. Streetwise CADLink, the mobile response software that just works. How old is your fire department thermal imager? Thermal imaging technology is changing as quickly as your smartphone, and the time has come to upgrade your TIC. Coastal Fire System is the exclusive thermal imaging distributor of New York State drill teams and offers the full line of Scott, ISG, and FLIR cameras. Coastal is a one-stop shop for the best brand, so start the upgrade process with the longest-running sponsor of New York State drill teams. Camera servicing also available. Check out Coastal Fire System on Facebook or give them a call at 631-661-75. 
Integrated Wireless Technologies is proud to be part of the 2015 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom radio solutions, licensing assistance, and top-notch service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. With over 60 years of experience in the fire and rescue business, Nassau Fire Apparatus is known to be the leader in the industry. They are vehicle and equipment distributors who provide products, parts, maintenance, repairs from coast to coast. People working at Nassau Fire not only sell the products and services, but also work in the industry in EMS and as firefighters volunteers. You won't find a more dedicated and experienced team to align with than Nassau Fire Apparatus. Visit them online at www.nassaufire.com for more information. The 2016 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 20th and 21st at the new location, the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. It's bigger and better, with many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product lines and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Jolly Tinker Hose Company is the new source for the best racing hose available. Each length is designed to withstand the demands of FD Racing. Colored hose and double jackets now available. For more information, call 516-322-6366. Jolly Tinker Hose Company, we have tight hose. If you experience any damage due to fire, flooding, wind, or mold and need help, contact SOS Emergency Services. SOS is an exclusive emergency mitigation company for New York State drill teams since family-owned and firefighter-operated. SOS has a friendly working arrangement with all insurance companies, so call 631-486-7979. SOS Emergency Services for the right help in your time of need. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing as they celebrate their 42nd year of publishing their honored to be the official publication and online coverage of New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage on Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Inn at New Hyde Park, Long Island's premier catering facility is the first choice for weddings, parties, and corporate events. Owned and operated by local families and firefighters, it sets the standard for supreme service, gourmet cuisine, and style. The Inn's restaurant, Bossery 214, takes you on a culinary road trip through Europe with our world-renowned chef and an unmatched international beer menu. To book your next event or to celebrate after a tournament, go to www.innatnewhydepark.com or brasserie214.com Open table or Facebook or call 516-354-7797 All right, everybody, we are back, live on top of the arch, at the 2015 North Belmore Invite. And I wish I had more to tell you in terms of the progress that's been made, but, Jay, you're the uh, resident rule book expert. What's the debate going on right now between the officials and the bucket barrel? Welcome back in. Oh, sorry, I, hold on, i got to click you on here. Our producer's MIA. I'm also going to bring back Ryan Hugan in. Go over there, Ryan, go on blue. Well, um... The rule book's kind of, you know, we have the vague areas in the rule book. It's vague here. Um, Timing equipment is timing equipment. It can be changed any time. It's certified. Right. And all our timing equipment lines and everything we have on the course have a tolerance. Yeah, like a plus or minus. A plus or minus. A bucket barrel has a tolerance also. But 
most of the time, the tolerance on a bucket barrel would give you a different result. Could be an 11th bucket or a 12th bucket. Right. It's four ounces, but... I know. It's not like a plus or minus two inches by where the target is. Right. I don't know. It is a little different to me. But the pull, like even on the pull thing on the target, it's two pounds. Right. I don't know. I can't tell you what a difference two pounds makes. It might make a big difference where your target hit was. You know, if you hit on the bottom of the target to the top of the target, how much is that two pounds... So, he, so here are the facts. They're changing out the barrel. Well, no, no. no. Oh, they're not changing out the barrel. Okay. I, I, yeah, Go ahead. I got the lowdown. Here, Go ahead, right. Here's, here's the facts. Right now, they think it's a faulty ground. Pete uh. Sayovich is going to switch out a few wires. He's confident he can get this barrel to work again. Okay. He gets it to work again, they're going to continue the contest. Right. Four teams are done. Right. Four or five teams. If if he can't, right. then they got to call the rules committee up, and the rules committee's got to make a determination on whether or not they have to rerun the contest based on that four-ounce water variance. Right. right. Speaking with Jay Skidmore, Jay Skidmore's, and it's his own opinion, it's not the opinion of the Rules Committee, right. his opinion is four ounces makes a big difference in, in buckets. I agree with that, him. That could be between 11 uh, pals and 12 yeah, pals. Yeah, I agree with him. Uh, me, you know my feeling. I would absolutely love to rerun this race. Yeah, I know you would. <laughs> right? But, that, <laughs> but that, that's just me. That, that, right. Well, yeah, well, right. Well, to be quite honest, we didn't do what we were supposed to do. I hope he gets his bucket fixed so we can get out of here today. Yeah, me too. Call it a day, yeah. you know, well, move it's on. Been, but It's been a long tournament, a lot of timing, equipment issues. But now, Jay, like Jay Skidmore saying... He would because it's four ounces. What's the rules committee going to say? I don't know because well, there's two rules you can read. Two rules in this book. Right. We have 601A, which has allowances we made for reruns. Jay, just move the microphone close to your mouth. Just so Sorry we go. There we go. Go ahead. So go ahead. It says uh, allowances will be made for reruns in contests where supplied equipment breaks down. In this case, only teams so hindered will be giving a rerun. Unless in the opinion of the general judges, these teams that ran either did not have advantage or disadvantage in this case, they will be will be ordered to rerun the contest. So <laughs> put that in English for me. <laughs> basically what that's saying is where when did the bucket barrel go bad? Yeah. Right. Do we know? Right. Do we I don't think we do know. I well we know it went bad for uh, the New I we Park. We don't right. know it went for New I Park. I mean we don't know if it went bad before Central that. Central ran a twenty, so it definitely didn't go bad then. Right. Well, what makes it go bad? Did it trip early? Did it trip late? Well, we the problem that we saw was with New I Park, it didn't trip. But if you you have two sensors on there, they're giving you a reading. It's right. very much like bladders, right? right. You have three different readings. Right. Yes. So the two that were working should be within tolerance. Where was that third? I think we could pinpoint it if we went back and looked at the three times for each shot, could, don't you if think? If we had the computer, we could actually go back um, and look where right. the sure. Right, just where see the if they were all within tolerance. Stopped. Right. To see where they are. But then interesting, in, you go into the rule book even more where we have our stuff that contradicts himself in the rule book. It says replacement equipment is, must be approved before the start of the drill, which all our equipment is. is. Right. The use of approved equipment will result unapproved equipment will result in the rerun of the contest. So right. this was approved. Well, that, that wouldn't count here because it's approved. It's approved. So right. this rule says I replaced it with approved equipment. Right. That means we wouldn't rerun the contest. Correct. So if you look at a book, there's two different ways of reading it. Right. Well, there always is. There always is. And um, that's why we have that rules committee. So the rules committee will make the final determination. See, that rule to me, I'm interpreting it, is if it wasn't approved before the tournament and you're using it, then you have to rerun it. Correct. Right? So if you use a piece that was approved, I think you still could rerun it, but under a different pretense, under a different well, debate. Here, I think, here's, you know? here's, here's something else to debate. That's now, funny. after they're switching out the wires here, yeah. 
Is this now approved? <laughs> because of the waters. You know, we've, I think oh, we've had, we've this had hasn't this happened in a while, but you're right. We've this had is, this, this problem is what a couple happened. times yeah. with targets. At state tournament, we had a problem with targets where we changed. Uh, right. Well, you switched out a target. Now that they're switching out the actual electronics in the barrel. Right. right. Is that approved? But when we right. said switching out a target, different pounds, it just say the pound test but, is different. But that that was approved. He pulled wires out of a truck down, down, down uh, underneath. Right. Correct. Those weren't approved. We okay. probably we probably have to recalibrate this bucket now. Right. That would be my that would be my interpretation of it. I mean, and here you are. You got teams that are just hanging out. You got team. You got people in shorts. Well, you look got at me. I'm, I'm you're, short you're ready to call it a day. My, my, my bag is in my wife's car. I'm ready to leave, and then I get called back. We might be rerunning this contest. <laughs> like, how could we be possibly be running this contest? I, I hear you, man. I mean, it's at the point where it's like. You know, this Let's is finish the tournament, but uh, you got it. You have to do it the right way, though. You know what I mean? Because if this was a state drill, everyone would have a different opinion. You know what I mean? Or a more strong opinion. If this was a state drill, there'd yeah. be a lot of money flying around yeah, right I now. Know. I know. <laughs> I know. And then you look at like one of our sayings is not to have a beverage after until they say move, right. move the equipment. Move the equipment. This oh, is forget it. Ralph, Ralph, he'd be like seven deep, right? Right. <laughs> but this is why. Actually, I think it happened to Manhasset Lakeville in 2000 in Central Iceland. Yeah. That we had a problem with the bucket barrel in, I think it was 2001. There was a problem with okay. the bucket barrel, and they couldn't rerun buckets. Let's see. So you never know what's going to happen. All right, so here's what I'm seeing right now. They, they brought up a new white barrel, but that hasn't been put in the spot where the black no. barrel was. The black barrel is the one we've been using the whole time. It's back on the yellow circle. I'm getting a thumbs up from the officials. They fixed it? Okay, so it looks like the ground wire was just bad, and they fixed it, and we should be continuing with the tournament. Let's do it. Let's end this thing. All right, so just to recap where we're at right now, <laughs> the barrel appears to be good, so we're going to continue with the contest. New White Park's going to get a rerun. First and second's locked up for the day. CI's going to win the 18th annual North Belmore invite. West Sable's going to come in second. The battle now is third, fourth, and fifth. Right now, with Islip's time of 22.68, that puts them in second place. That's going to give them four. So they're going to go from 8.5 to 12.5. Okay, go ahead. What's that? You can't hear me? Oh, you want me to turn you off? Sorry, Roy. You can, you can interrupt me, but it's all good. How about now? Yeah, that's cool. You got it, Hugenin. Ryan Hugenin, first time on the radio today. Nicely done. Going to go get a lowdown on what the officials are talking about. But like I was saying, you got the Islip Wolves who are looking to move... You know, from fifth place overall into that third spot. They have it right now with 12.5 points, okay? So then we drop down to West Hempstead, who came into the contest with 11. And the Lindenhurst Snails, who came into the contest with 8. So I put them together because West Hempstead currently has 11. They received a no time, filed a grievance. They didn't get to have a rerun, so they're done with buckets. They're going to end the day with 11. The Lindenhurst Snails currently, in this contest, ran a 23 flat. That's third place. 8 plus 3 is 11. So Lindenhurst is currently tied for fourth with the West Hempstead Westerners. And that would really, that would be the top five. So that it would be CI, it would be West Savo, it would be Islip third, and then a tie for fourth and fifth, West Hempstead Westerners and Lindenhurst. The new High Park Termites then would be out of the top five. But if you remember, they have 10.5 points already, and they have a rerun coming their way. So what they would need to do to get back into the mix of top five is to take at least one point. And right now, the fifth place time in this contest is 24.57 by the East Ice of Guzzlers. So when we come back, when we get ready to run, New High Park probably, I'm thinking, is going to go right away. 
They're going to have to beat that 24-57 to get the point that they would potentially need to take over fourth place on their own, and then that would move West Hempstead and Lindenhurst into fifth with 11. So it would be 11.5 to 11. So if West Hempstead, excuse me, if New Park doesn't beat the 24-57, then they're done. And they'd have to hope that some other teams knock Islip and West Hempstead down if it needs some tweeners. New High Park, Bayshore, Sayville, Carl Place, Farmingville, and Manhasset are the only teams that are left to go. You know, it's kind of a shame we've been in this delay for so long with only five teams left to run. And, you know, the first place and second place locked up already. It seems like it happens. You know? A lot, though. Yeah. When we do have problems, it seems it like it's, 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 when it's the worst time to happen. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, exactly, Jay. So... But the teams are entertaining themselves on the course. Yeah, you know, you got the DJ playing. You got a lot of <laughs> you got people dancing. Oh man, you got. Looks like the Deer Park Bucks having a good time on the line over there. Last time Doing we were over this, was, I think we were in Hempstead. I think that's Deer Park in the Orange. We were in Hempstead the last time we had this, and people were dancing. Yeah, on the track that's right. Correctly. Yeah, Lenny Gombert was going crazy with the uh, conga line and whatever else was going on, and <laughs> Irish oh, jig or whatever it was. So we might have a little update here. All right, bringing back Ryan Hugan in. Go ahead, Ryan. What do you got? Bro? All right, here's what we got. So what they basically were just talking about was um, the three probes inside of the barrel. Um, Jay Skidmore was concerned that if he touched the, the if Pete touched the probes inside of the barrel, um, that would change the calibration. So they were thinking about bringing the barrel back down to the ground, using those five-gallon uh, authorized cans and filling yeah. it up to 45 gallons to see if it could, see if it could trip. Right. Um, Pete is saying that I didn't touch the probes. All he did was switch out the ground wire. So all the probes should be already calibrated, should be good to go. They're going to have some people bring up 12 pels to fill it up just to see if we can get it to trip. Okay. If we can get it to trip, we're going to go with this barrel. Okay. If not, that's when we're going to get into the whole rules committee thing. Oh, so we're not out of the water yet. We are not out of the woods yet. We're not out of the woods. Right right now, we're going to need a couple guys to bring up 12 barrels. (laughs) Uh, 12 buckets full of water to get this thing to trip. And we're not talking your regular drill team buckets. We're talking these red cans. No, these right. can be regular drill oh, buckets. Oh, they can all, be. Okay. All we're looking right now is to see if that bucket can trip. If that bucket can trip, we're good to go. If not, then we have some issues. Oh, let's. What are they using the, the, the plastic bag inside the bucket then? I mean, it's got to be full five pound buckets, don't they? No, no. They, ju- they just want five gallon trip. buckets. They, they, they could put 75 gallons of water in it. They just want. Oh, they just want to see that it trips. trips. Oh, okay, they gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. We're not calibrating anything. Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha. Just make sure that the three lights go off. Okay. Right. When you said calibrate, I got... Okay, gotcha. All right, we so let's go. Have, Where are these we buckets? We just have a team run. And yeah, right. If it doesn't trip, I guess we're going we're going yeah, to... This is going to run again. Right, we'll Attention, we'll please. This drill will now resume. Everybody, please clear the track. Bayshore on the line. Maybe that's what they're doing, Jay. You know, let common sense prevail. All right, so I gave you the lowdown. Right now we got Islip in third, West Hempstead and Lindenhurst are tied for fourth and fifth. The New High Park Termites have a chance to shake all that up. Yes, they do. So, you know, they're going to have to run a number. They're going to have to uh, beat, like I said, they got to beat that 24-57 of East Islip to gain one. If they beat that 23-03 and that 23 flat, that's going to really move them up a couple of spots. Yep, they're clearing the track now. Yeah, so I don't know. Who would they say? They announced Bayshore on the line. That ba- uh, and it looks like Bayshore is coming up to the line, yes. All right, so Bayshore, they have four points on the day. Well, the one thing I just brought so, so, like I said, they're going to need to take some heavy points, and they're also going to need a few tweeners. You know, they're going to need at least four points out of this, and that's going to bring them up to eight. But even with that... 
they would need Islip and Lindenhurst to be bounced out. And that's the, you know, this, you know, they would need a lot of, they would need three teams to beat Islip. Plus, they would have to run better than a 22-68. Yeah, they're going to need and a lot of help. They, need, they need help. They only have four points. But, you know, it's a mathematical chance. It is. Would the host committee please bring these three buckets to the top of the arch? I just thought that oh. what I just uh, what I brought up is that that ladder needed to be wet. Oh, okay. Uh, because they should probably re-wet those sensors too. Because if you actually look at it, you uh, you know, a non-wet ladder's been sitting for it's been about an hour delay, right? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's been a while. What team? What team's that guy on? Uh, <laughs> the guy down there with the yellow Hornet shirt, <laughs> with the red yellow Hornet shirt. Is that Mikey Spatz? I can't see. It's too dark. I don't know. He's uh, officiating over there. No, I don't know. So we have a delay again as we're waiting <laughs> for somebody from the host committee just to bring three pails to the ladder so we can get it wet so we can continue and end this tournament. I think she's a garden hose from now on. And it looks like uh, Chris Connell's coming over to help out. Chris Connell and Heavy from North Belmont. <laughs> from Islip, obviously. There we go. Yeah, uh, from the sub tank. This is quite the show right here. You got Johnny Darty on the ladder. You got Chris Connell on the ladder. You got this all sorts is, uh, of people climbing up, bringing these three barrel buckets up. This so. is almost a comic routine at this point. <laughs> just in a nook drill that I'm watching right now. <laughs> yeah, we got right? a Batman ladder going on. Batman buckets. I don't know what this is. This is uh, Johnny, one step at a time, there, buddy. Oh boy. Oh, this that's what we need. This, this could get hairy. has the plate's gonna knock it out. A plate. Doherty has that very recognizable voice. You didn't even yeah. have to see him on the ladder. I know. <laughs> All right, there's one bucket. So now we're gonna make the ladder more wet than it'll ever be during the actual run. Two buckets. <laughs> Three buckets. All right, our ladder is wet. Come on, just shut me off for a second. All right, let's get going here. Bayshore Redskins have a tall order. Four points coming into the contest. They're going to need five or at least four. Play the track, know. please. And I, I don't know that they can beat that 2009, but that 2268, they could definitely put up a number to run that. Yes, they can. And and so did they, uh, didn't they do that last yeah, week? Yeah, right? some good numbers by Bayshore. I, you know, let me see. Uh, I forgot what it was last week. It was but a, I believe they put up a 22 last week, didn't they? Uh, oh, excuse me. Two weeks ago. Let me see here. Let me go to the phone here. I didn't have it queued up there, dog. Yeah, the Joe Hunter, they ran a good number. I feel like it was in the 21s. So let me uh, let me get to that page. Loading up. Scrolling down. Yeah, Bayshore Redskins ran a 21-48. There you go. That's a good number. It's a very good number. Yeah, you know, they, run, good they run that now. That's going to give them four. Moving them up to eight. It's going to knock Islip down to... To the 11 and a half. Here they go. They're going to need a lot of help. They're go ahead. They're on their way up the ladder. Yeah, that's a nice approach. All nice four set. are up. Good, good first bail. Two. Yeah, this is a nice shot going here. Nice good pace. shot going. Going right in the barrel. Will the bucket, tr will the barrel trip? Uh, 11. Hold it up. I think I see three red lights. That's yeah. good. 
Another nice shot by the Bayshore Redskins in buckets. I think that went on the end of 11, too, did it not? It looked pretty... It was definitely in the middle of 11 and 12, so... Yeah, it looked like at the very end... Time for the Redskins. 21.67. That's a great 21.67. 21.67. Great Attention, please. New High Park will get a rerun, and they'll be running in the last position. All right, so that shot by Bayshore, that that second place right now, that would give them eight. Now let me do now. Now here's where it gets a little tricky. That moves Isop down to eleven and a half. That moves Lindenhurst down to ten. And I actually think that that. Let me see. So that that actually eliminates. Does that eliminate Lindenhurst from the top five? We got West Sable. We got CI. Excuse me, CI West Sable. Then we got Islip now in third. We got West Hempstead in fourth with 11. Lindy goes down to 10, but West Hempstead, New York Park's already got 10 and a half, so that what Bayshore just did right there, they eliminated Lindenhurst, again, if my math is correct, from the top five. That's the bottom out of the line. They did. The Seville Blue Jays. All right, and the good news is that bucket works, so we are going to finish this tournament this evening. So Bayshore now, what they need, they need a couple more teams to knock right. down that ice lip time. The Bucks are on the line, yeah. taking off now. Don't know if it's going to happen. They, uh, they are up the ladder. First pail's in. Yeah, Deer Park running, you know. Losing some water on the ladder. A little bit here and there, but, you know, the, I like where the dumper is putting the barrel. He's right dead center. Dead center of the You middle. know, which is good. I like where he's turning the barrel, where the, turning the barrel. Hold up. Yes. Time's going to be over. All right. Time for the Blue Jays. 28.86. 28.86. But the Blue Jays wearing yeah, Blue Jays. orange. Let's see Bandits. It right. looks like they were short two bucket guys too. If you count them, let me count it. One, two, three, four, six, seven, eight, nine. Everybody freeze. They were short. They were short two bucket carriers there. Okay. It's tough to run buckets with just eight guys. guys. All right. So CI West Sable one and two are locked up. The Wolves right now with that 22.68. That's third place three points. That puts them in third place in the draw with 11 and a half. West Hempstead's fourth place with 11 points. Fifth place right now 10 and a half points. New High Park Termites and they have yet to run. So the termites are just going to need to take a point to lock up third. If they take two points, they'll they'll get third all to themselves. And so they're going to have to beat that, I guess that 23 flat is that fourth place number right now. Let me just double check that. One, two. Three, Bandits four. are on the line, and they just took off. Yeah, so the termites up the ladder. First pail's in. Oh, mishandled the third pail. Coming out of the front of the barrel. Yeah, dump, dumpers playing catch up here. Why don't you lose that rhythm? Yeah, they, they lost their rhythm. Ran Hold into, up. Ran into pails. Overtime for the Bandits. Won the Brookhaven. Next about the lineman has it. Lakefield Minutemen. Fineville won the Brookhaven Town Tournament, correct? I believe they did. All right, so that 
with two teams left to go, that has, let's see, if the next two teams beat Islip, they'll go to nine and a half. That, that, uh, that right there has eliminated the Bayshore Redskins from the top ten. Top five, excuse me. They cannot finish top five, even though they're going to finish with eight points. So it looks like the top five is locked up. Top five is locked up? Yeah, Islip, West Hempstead, and New High Park. The only difference is New High Park could finish fifth, they could finish fourth, and they could finish third tied. all to themselves. So, you know. And tied, right? Can't they? Can't they have ten, they could tie with Islip too. There's right. a, there, is a, there is a chance for that as well. So yeah. a lot of things can happen with New High Park. Basically, what they're going to be looking at, they want to beat a 23 flat to get third place all to themselves. And then that would knock down Islip to fourth and West Hempstead to fifth. But yeah, Bayshore, Port Washington, Lindenhurst, North Lindy, and Copeg have all been eliminated from the top five. Right. And the Minutemen are off. The middle guy had a hard time getting up the ladder. He's finally set, and here comes your first pal. First pal's in. Out of a slow pace. Dumper's doing a pretty good job getting yeah, all that yes. water in that barrel. Hold, the time. Hold it up all the time. Okay, and here we go. The last team of the day. Yeah, New High Park termites. On the line for their rerun, the New High Park termites. So the termites, let's say they just miss. They don't take any points. They're going to come in fifth with ten and a half points for the day. That's what they have coming into the contest. So if they miss and totally, you know, do a terrible job, then they'll still come in, in fifth place. So if they get one point, they'll pass the West Hempstead Westerners. So to do that, they'd have to beat that 23-03. If they get two points, if they, if, they, if they take two points, they'll take third place all to themselves. To do that, they have to beat the 23 flat. So New York Park, run a 22, and you're coming in third place in the tournament. 22. Run a 22-99 or better, and you're coming in third place in the drill. Which they are capable of. Yep, absolutely. All right, they wet their pails. They're back on the line. They've just given the course. It is pitch black here in Merrick. It's nighttime. The lights are on. We haven't had a nighttime bucket shot in a long Merrick time. in a real long time. Here we go. And they're off. Oh, first bucket carrier slipped a little bit off the line. Yeah, but it's a good set on the ladder. I got foot on the arch. Yep, 627-ish on the arch. First bucket, what do you got? 986. Yeah, about the same. Four, Four is in. They got some Five pace going. Yep. Six. Pace is flying. Six. Perfect on the barrel. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Took twelve. Took twelve. I got 23-0. It's right it's there. Right there. It's right there. It's possible. It's going to be within a tenth or two. Time for the termites, 23.22, 23.22. That's not going to give them a point, but they're going to end up in fifth place with ten and a half fifth points. Place. They get to come so down that's the track. that. That was a good, good finish right there. It Same. was. Coming down the track today is a is a, is a big deal today. Is a lot of big Coming down the track today. any day is a big deal. Yeah. But they're kind of previewing a state tournament without the old-fashioned teams here. Both the old-fashioned, without the uh, <laughs> <laughs> upstate teams here today. Sorry right. about that. It's all good. <laughs> Yep, and Pete Savage. Uh, let's give him a shout out. Move the equipment. Let's give. 
Chris is kind of busting my balls up here, but I definitely want to give a shout out to Pete. He definitely kind of saved the tournament here. He, uh, he he was able to fix the Nassau's bucket barrel, which saved us having to rerun buckets and having to recalibrate it, which would have probably cost us at least another hour and a half. <laughs> and this would not be a Chris Murphy run drill if that happens. This was definitely not a Chris Murphy run drill. <laughs> Believe me. You know, we're going to have the Hobos win with 24. West Sable's going to be second with 21 and a half. Great battle by those two teams going head-to-head -head all day. And then third place is going to be the Ice of Bulls with 11 and a half. The West Hempstead Western is going to come in fourth all by themselves with 11. And then the new High Park Termites with 10 and a half. That's going to be good enough for fifth place today. The Lindenhurst Snails, hats off to them. After having one point out of B-Hos, finished the day strong, taking nine out of the last 15. Ten points on the day is not going to get them down the track, but a strong finish by those snails. Keep it up, guys. And then after that, we have Paul Washington, eight and a half. And, uh, you know, but anyway, that's the, you know, North Lindy with six and a half. But, very good. You Absolutely. Know, so let's, uh, let's wrap day, it up here. Top five. Yeah, man. Um, it's been a very long day. I just want to <laughs> congratulate Central Isopobos coming in first place yeah. at our uh, Merrick in, uh, excuse me, our annual North yeah, Belmore Rinky Dinks Invitational Drill. Yeah, so for uh, Jay Podaski, Ryan Huguenin, who else do we have out here? Chris Murphy Chris started Murphy. off the day a long time ago. <laughs> Pat Murphy, sorry. He was up here for a little bit. And Freddie Betsavenga, our, our producer. Thank you, guys. We'll see you at uh, Riverhead in a week for the we'll Suffolk County week. Combo. Take care, everybody. Have a good night. <laughs>